Oh god, here we are. Oh, oh. oh, oh Spider-Man! Swing the swing web, you're a Spider-Man. Oh no, wrong thumbnail. Ew, it didn't let me change it again. It's doing that thing, Jay. Oh, I hate that. Wait, does that mean we're not live yet? Not quite yet. Oh. Are people gonna miss out on my singing? Well, no, this will well, come up in the re-upload. Yeah. You're okay. Oh, poor souls. Good. Poor, uh, poor souls. Well, you, why would anyone ever watch it live if they're gonna miss out on the goodness that is here? Yeah, I know, right? The fucking. <clears throat> All right, we just. I need an extra like two minutes to solve problems. That's fine. That's fine. That's fine. It's that's not fine, right? Yeah. I'm. I'm, I saw I'm gonna submit some form of complaint to HR. <laughs> uh, had enough. HR don't give a fuck about you. <laughs> Ever true word. YouTube, uh, YouTube's like fuck them. Fuck. YouTube's like we got, <laughs> we got whatever it is we have. Did you guys see that thing? Nikocado Avocado was like edited in a little video into saying he distrusts the Holocaust ever happened or something, and it's oh, like no. the most <laughs> obvious thing ever, yeah. where he's chopped up. Finally, then, something um, good. <laughs> so, no. Someone like <laughs> tweeted it out, and then YouTube were like, "We're gonna look into this." Like as, uh, as, if, as if he actually said it. Six million calories died in the Holocaust. <laughs> <laughs> That's a small meal for any regular Jew. I don't know. I'm mixing up my jokes. Uh, yeah, I'm trying to get them references. In Good old Bob. All right, but, thumbnail yeah. correct now. Bob Naulus. Yeah, for some reason, if I if I try and change the thumbnail through a different window, it works, but not the, like the main window. It's really weird. It Still, what do you mean by dumplings? that? Hell yeah! Look, these are virtual dumplings. Oh, finally! Why is there a before finally. and after for virtual dumplings? Like, what <laughs> what is the well, process here? Color, turds, and dumplings. Black and white. One is less colorful, and the other one is more colorful. I guess it's if you say rags, name a colorful food. I go chicken well, dumplings. Rags, if you have, okay, I'm gonna not gonna lie, rags. Have you ever tried a colorized dumpling because they are delicious? I've never tried a colorized dumpling. I've tried to digest them and succeeded. The thing is, like, that doesn't sound like actually, a baby toad. Really think about it. Oh my goodness! Dumplings 2021 colorized. We <laughs> are live and Dear public. God. Oh. When everything works, isn't it wonderful? Yeah, first try, no problemo. No problemo. I find it's more entertaining when things fail. Wow. Well, that explains <laughs> your channel. <laughs> oh. Yeah, that's, oh, why, that's why I keep the mistakes in. That's, you know. Oh. Hello, Chad. It makes me feel more down to earth, you know. Oh. I dare you make a joke at my expense. I'm going to punch <gasps> you. You're a bad person and a hateful bigot. We're all here with Splat as well on screen. Look at him. Jay, you'll appreciate oh, that. I, I want to see him. I want to see him. I've not got the stream open. Look, uh, it's, it's not new, but it's amazing. All right, so that's good enough. That's pretty um, good, guys. Let, let me let me see him. <laughs> oh, there he is. Oh, I love him. Look at him. He moves. <clears throat> oh, oh, there he is. Let's see, I gotta open up. My... Oh, he jumps. Yes, what a good the power of his jump makes the presence on the other side boop. The secret of his jump. With great oh. jump comes great responsibility. I don't like did you see the, the uh, Did you see the nine eleven EFAP? What the nine eleven EFAP cover that someone put in the subreddit, where the the pause was the twin towers? 
I and think instead of every frame of pause, it said never forget. Was it? Oh, no, that seems <laughs> which, appropriate. Which of the um, which of the twin I... towers was your favorite? The, the left one. one. Because I don't, I just don't know. Right I never, I never really thought of it. They're always, they're always grouped together. You never, hear, you never hear about them individually. It was probably because of that tragedy, but you only hear about them together. It's never like this particular tower of the twin towers. You know, they're always, they're like Sam Narek from uh, Lord of the Flies. I like the one that lasted longer. So that Spider Man movie, huh? How about that? <laughs> Weren't the Twin Towers in one of the, like, the promotional materials for Spider-Man 2, yeah. uh, for Spider-Man 1, but then yeah. the movie actually it, came out in 2002? Yeah, they had to cut it out. It, there was they a trailer out, like, where Spider-Man's appearance, because it was, he was supposed to web up like uh, some criminals between the Twin Towers, and then it would be the big reveal of like, yeah, he's in the full costume. If and only they... he could have stopped those criminals at the Twin Towers. Ugh. Many lives just webs up the plane. <laughs> you know what? The Twin Towers should have like they should have done the Wonder Woman thing, and they winked at the camera at the end of the movie in the post credit scene. <laughs> oh no, <laughs> that's not how towers work. I so think. I'm just gonna redirect this once again. We're on the Spider Man movie. We're gonna talk about it. it's gonna be great. We're gonna have to start up sooner rather than later because we've got a bazillion people at a whole big chungus movie, as well as referencing a whole bunch of other movies it gets into and. We've got someone here. Shut the fuck up! We got someone here who's <laughs> never been here before. How about that? A new guest. Ooh. We haven't done that in a while. Wonderful. Um, it's good to be that here. That is exciting. <laughs> He's Alvin the Chipmunk. Wow. What's up with that? What's up with that? Yeah, everybody chooses their own. You know, like Jay Longbone's got like Judge Dread. I never really found out why that was a thing. <laughs> go around. We, we'll, we'll do Let's her next. We'll do her next. So why why Alvin the Chipmunk? Um, Christmas. Oh my tree. God! It fucking Christmas moves. Christmas. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ! I was going left and right. Uh, car carry on. My sorry about the ejaculation there. What? Mm, what is? Oh, what, no. What's the reason for your um for for the chipmunk? Uh, Alvin just, the chipmunk. Just propaganda for the best Christmas movie of all time. Oh. Alvin and the Chipmunks three. Uh, the monkening. Oh, chipwrecked. Chipwrecked. Oh, is chipwrecked Christmas? Nah, that's the first one. Now, which one is the squeakquel? Is that two? That's the second one. Well, which okay. one do you think it is, Rex? <laughs> I don't fucking know. Rex is a chipmunk's expert. You know, we have, to we know have these revolution. Things. No, because we have Matrix Revolutions. We have Matrix Resurrections, and I don't know. I, and I think that there. I don't know which one's the new one. It's one of them. New one's Reloaded. You, there you go. Reload. Oh, fucking hell, man. <laughs> it, it makes me want to re. No, so right. now, hey, Jay, it, why Jay Longbone? Why are you Judge no, Dredd? No, we gotta with introduce the, the guy who's you. <laughs> Jay Longbone, why are you Judge Dredd? I'm so sorry. <sighs> Shit, I don't fucking know. I like Judge Dredd. It's like pretty his cool. aesthetic. Yeah, cool Judge Dredd's yeah. pretty great. Yeah, that is pretty true. You like Carl He's a big fan of the law. Do you like Carl Yeah. That's, that's, Carl that's really the one that... Uh, Got me into it unironically. <laughs> the, first, cool. the first one I uh, liked, uh, ironically, was the, the uh, Sylvester Stallone movie. <laughs> I love that, that film. That's what we got to watch for about movies. Uh, yeah. That's the movie. It's Dread 3D was the first movie I watched in 3D, and it was pretty good. Mm. 
Everyone wants the a sequel. Holy shit. We will get a I Netflix TV show. He'll be integrated into the MCU. Disney will do it. Oh, I love oh, it when no. established properties are made into Netflix TV shows. I can't shows. hear anything. My headphones Yay. stopped working. Yay. <sighs> I saw The Rise of Skywalker in 3D. I accidentally bought a 3D ticket for that shit when it came out. I'm so sorry. Oh, an extra dimension of Rise of Skywalker. <laughs> Rise of Skywalker. <laughs> If they right, don't know which way's up in 2D, they sure as hell don't know which way's up in 3D. <laughs> There's so many extra options. How, how did it feel to experience cringe in three dimensions? Um, I don't I don't think that movie I don't I don't know if that movie's like cringe. Maybe in and a meta sense, but I, I didn't cringe at the movie. I was just like sad and I laughed at it. Ray Shadow Legends? Yeah, I remember not no. being sad. I remember being happy. So it's just... I remember when I could go to the theater and watch my funny. It was funny. It was such a yeah, sad I attempt. Was... To... <laughs> if I wanted trilogy. to take it seriously, I think it would have been cringe. Yeah, probably. But you did. Um, anyway, yeah. what I was trying to see was... Like, if you, if you expect... Like, you never cringe when you expect something to be cringe. You're just like, yep, that's what I wanted. That's not true at all. I watch cringe compilations sometimes, and I expect to cringe, and boy do I. No, I never cringe at cringe compilations because I'm not weak. You know what gets me? It's the fursuits. The ones in the fursuits are always the cringiest. Ewoks? Well, then you're not invited to my birthday party. Oh, are you having a fursuit birthday party? I was born no, in a No, I just, a I just already didn't want to in, in, invite you because you're a bad person. Is it a birthday party? Birthday <laughs> nice. suit, yeah. Um, so the easy way for me to make all this go smoothly is to simply be like, new guy, Alvin Chickman guy, his name is Dr. Skipper. Um, and welcome to EFAP for the first time. You do, um, what, 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 what even would you describe the genre you're a part of on YouTube? Is it commentary or is it something else? Um, oh, I guess, hello. And, um, <laughs> hello. Hi. I guess a mix of just variety things. I guess I'd bounce between whatever I really want to do. Well, yeah, fair enough. Because I've seen a couple of your iceberg ones as well. Those were uh, fun to make, I assume. They, you get lots of... Wait, uh, iceberg ones? Yeah, you know, well, like the, the thing that... It, the iceberg of a thing is, is like the things everyone knows, and then you go lay it down, so things less people know until you get oh, to the bottom of the most, iceberg. Oh, so most of it's hidden behind uh, underneath the surface, yeah. that kind of thing? Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. Okay. All right. Okay. And then you get to the depths where it's like, did you know this big secret that like three people found out about? And then you're like, woo. No, I didn't. Um, yeah, that's the one that's in chat. Ah, stop making the eyes move. They're kind of creepy. That's fine, though. You know, it's fine. We have all kinds of different things happening here, and, and we accept all kinds of people, even ones with creepy eyes. Wonderful. Uh, <laughs> what, uh, I guess, because the way we'll, we'll do this is a uh, nice tab you want, by the way, is. To, to do one at a time, I guess we'll just do the classic left to right with this one. And starting with our brand new guest, um, if you want to tell us in, you know, within like a like a two minute block at most, what what did you think of Spider-Man No Way Home, the movie uh, from Disney's Marvel's Avengers? Oh, um, I guess overall, it was a fun experience to watch, but I still think there's like some issues of explaining things. Um, there's a lot of... <laughs> Stuff that clearly was kind of made just to make things move on, and some things that are kind of skimmed, um, uh, like um the whole intro, like the Mysterio plot thingy, of um you know oh he's revealed I guess, like there wasn't even a court case really. It's kind of just at the table of like oh yeah you're free you're, you're free to go, <laughs> I just kind of moved on. I was like okay, 
there was a couple of that in the movie though. Where I felt like some things were kind of rushed to progress it, but overall, it was pretty fun. Very well. I guess um, as, I guess as this continues, it'll go more into details of certain, like I'm guessing this is going to be like a ten hour longer. Oh so gosh, every yes. individual little piece. <laughs> Believe me, for any one yeah, so, statement. So this this is yeah this is just the intro of it. I guess it's going to get complicated and more in depth. I guarantee you, for every one statement you make, someone here is frowning. Like, that's not true. Oh, what, frowned. What I frowned already. Yeah, you see, Jay's already frowning. I'm pretty sure Fringy's already frowned. <laughs> how does how does Spider-Man No Way Home relate quality-wise to the Alvin and the Chipmunks franchise? Mm. Oh, not even comparable. Damn. Not one hula hoop in the film? Oh, no. Not the hula hoops. Oh, what, if, um, what if I showed you the scene where there is a hula hoop? Would that change your mind? <laughs> what if this hula hoop deleted scene for the movie? The giant hula hoop. Desperately scrubbing through the film, looking at the extras. It was a hula hoop deleted scene. You're like, this is this is what it needed. Can it be any hoop? Can it be something that could be used as a hula hoop realistically? You does, wish. Does hulaing does hulaing any hoop make it a hula hoop? Yeah, it's just <laughs> the, just the principle of the hula hoop. Just yeah, it's something that going around. It. To is hula it? a hoop? Yeah, to hula a hoop is that is that how that works linguistically or is it just I've never questioned it but I'm ready to accept it on a whim. Like I, I've never heard anyone just cuz hulaing is like a it feels pretty unnatural it, like to just conjugate that verb. It is a have you seen people hula hoops it's very or is that unnatural. Conjugate or is that a different thing? Well conjugate would be like a i i am a i r m is as is you know like insula insularum that sort of yeah, thing. Yeah, we, we don't really do that in English. That's so true, much. we don't. Not as much ever. I'm sure there are some words, maybe, somewhere. It's gonna so, be a long uh, night. <laughs> Greenman, what did you think? What's your blib? I really liked it. Um, and I'm, with one exception, uh, very, very, very happy with the character writing. Um, I feel like the plot is uh, not going to hold up well under closer inspection, because <laughs> even just sitting around thinking about it and having conversations about it, it's like, ooh, I, I wonder. Um, but in terms of character payoffs, I'm quite happy. If this were the end for MCU Spidey, I wouldn't be unhappy at all, because it feels like what we have now is basically a completed like origin trilogy about how a kid who got spider powers basically had the lessons of like responsibility instilled in him over the course of several films. Um, and then like finally like hammered home and reinforced here. I, I really, really enjoyed this movie. I like it a lot. Sweet. Um, Indigo gaming. What do you reckon? Uh, interesting. Yeah. So I alluded to this a little bit over DM to you earlier. I felt like the film, like to use a racing analogy, I felt like the film basically tripped and broke its neck in like the first act, but somehow like almost win one first place by the end of the end of the movie. It's not perfect for sure. It's got some like the premise I think is the biggest problem. Like the setup of the of the entire story is the biggest problem. But I think there were some good character moments, and I was expecting it to be like a cringe fest, and there definitely was like a lot of meme like 20 2016 meme references and stuff uh from the various characters and the morality was pretty weird in terms of weighing the multiverse the fate of the multiverse versus a couple villains it's very weird decision to making there but 
weirdly enough, I think that Andrew Garfield kind of stole the movie, and that's probably a hot take, but I thought Andrew Garfield did a fantastic job in the movie, and there were some pretty good payoffs. Not not the payoffs that I expected to work. Some of the payoffs I, I thought were kind of uh, fumbled, like with Ant-Man and whatnot, but uh, yeah, Andrew Garfield did great for most of it, and kind of became a meme toward the end, but um, otherwise, yeah, very, 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 very flawed premise. Some really, really rough uh, character issues at the beginning, but it was enjoyable. I had a lot of fun despite some pretty staggering plot issues. But I, I think, again, closer inspection may prove me otherwise, but I think that uh, main Peter Parker, Marvel uh, MCU Peter Parker kind of redeems him himself toward the end. But again, we'll probably have a lot of discussion about that. But yeah, very flawed beginning, pretty strong finish, I guess. So. Alrighty. Jay of House Axie, what is it that you think? Or like so, how sexy. Oh, nice. oh thank you. <laughs> so I think that um, in terms of plot issues, most of them come in, t in the uh, form of setting up the actual story that they want. Like they really, they really like fuck with magic and like break the world to engineer this story happening. But once it's in motion, most of the things that happen within the actual story itself, I think are pretty good uh, in terms of plot beats and character. At least if there are major issues within the course of the story, I haven't found them yet. Um, and in terms of character, I think everyone's very solid, except for Doctor Strange. Uh, the, I think the story film also spends exactly uh, the time, it spends time on what it needs to spend time on, uh, really. It, it, there, there are some other places that could have been more fleshed out, but I don't think they're really important to telling the story that it is telling. Very well. Um, Jay Longbone, next up, what do you think? It was kind of shitty to me. <laughs> <laughs> I was never really, I was, I was never really on board with, um, MCU Spider-Man to begin with. So it was just, uh, I, my, my expectations were low, like, to be fair, this is better than the other two, than the other two, uh, Spider-Man movies, in my opinion. At least they give, uh, you know, they give Spider-Man, you know, MCU Spider-Man more to do. They, I like how they strip him down of everything I did not like about him by the end of the film. I actually enjoyed that. That was, that was, that was one of the things I really liked about it. Like, okay, you did something with, with the garbage, <laughs> like the previous hour and 30 minutes. Like you did, you did, did something with it and you reinvented it and now you can actually improve fine that's good but then um uh <laughs> the first 30 minutes and i was on twitter like talking shit about this the first 30 minutes is to set up the rest of the movie is just complete shit and it, <laughs> it uh, uh like the way peter just is dumb to further the plot and the way stephen strange is dumb just to further the plot i wasn't with that that was like, do you think the people watching this film are fucking children? Like, we know what when something is stupid. We know what we're, what we're looking at is like, this is not, it's not good. This, what are you doing? Stop. Like, it, it doesn't work. Like, Stephen Str Strange is trying to do this, this, this spell for Peter, which they don't workshop before he starts, by the way. They don't workshop it. They just go right into it. And Peter keeps throwing shit at the spell, like, oh, and keeps talking, even after Stephen Strange tells him, shut the fuck up. I'm trying to do the spell. Shut up. 
shut up. And he just keeps talking. And then, and then after, oh God, I can't even explain it. Like after that, he says, well, you know, this sucks. Well, we'll fix it. You know, as long as you exhausted every option to get into college, we should, you know, I understand why you came to me. And then, and then, uh, uh, Peter says, oh, well, I didn't, well, there was like, there was this whole thing where he could go to the MIT people and plead his case and blah, blah, blah. And he somehow just didn't know, like college is the most important thing to this kid, intelligent kid, love science and all that. We established that. And he does not, does not <laughs> take the opportunity to track down these MIT people and, and plead, plead his case. That's the only thing he didn't, he just went <laughs> straight from getting rejected to do like, oh, now I need a wizard to help me. This is because this is so dire. My life is so dire. I've, I died for five years, but like, this is the worst thing that's ever fucking happened to me. And I need a wizard to help me out. This is bullshit. I didn't like it. I didn't like this movie. <laughs> well, it seems there'll be plenty to talk about. I guess I'm next. Jesus Christ. Um, <laughs> I adore this movie. I thought it was fantastic. I enjoyed the fuck out of it. Uh, there's plenty of problems. And obviously it's been highlighted so far by basically everybody. Doctor Strange is my biggest criticism for the whole movie. Um, but I think that we've got, once again, following in line with the other two in the trilogy, we've got the uh, complications of, of a child superhero trying to solve his problems and eventually causing things to get even worse and learning a lot from those experiences. But uh, the through line carrying him from Homecoming, well, arguably from Civil War all the way up to um, No Way Home, as far as I'm concerned, it's complete. And he is... Uh, He's probably the strongest built character now in the MCU, and I would happily... True. I already know that plenty of people have huge issue with that. That's totally fine. I'll argue it to the end they're of the wrong. year. <laughs> hey, if everyone starts shouting out, it'll be totally unfair. Gosh. <laughs> so, um, as for the individual pieces in the plot, I'm more than ready to start talking about whether or not these are actually stupid things or not, because I'll concede on plenty of them, but I'll also uh, defend the shit out of plenty of decisions a lot of them make. Um, I have done several times over the past few days, but none live. This is the first time we're gonna have all this fun. Um, mm. the second half was just payoff city, uh, with with mm. variables in play that are actually pretty hard to nail. And I feel like I'm just gonna say John Watts for lack of knowing everybody involved nailed it. Um, with all of these different characters, all these different set pieces, all these different uh, people and places and dynamics all involved, you managed to clash them together and create what I think is a really respectful uh, iteration of not only MCU Spidey, but basically everything that's been involved instead of being more specific right now. Um, and I was very satisfied. That ending that's my was easily my favorite ending for a Spider-Man movie ever, uh, Peter. Again, we were already in spoilers, so I think everyone just probably figured that out by now. But... Um, <laughs> He's the Spider-Man that gave up absolutely everything in order to, for the world to be a better place and for the people he loves to be safe. He is uh, quintessential at this point as far as I'm concerned. Um, yeah, big fan of this movie. Uh, nice and flawed. Can't wait to talk about all those things. Metal! Go right ahead. Yeah, that's me. Hello. Uh, yeah, I really like this movie as well. Um, as you already said, second half, Payoff City. That's what I thought about it as well. Uh, I think they did a really good job of that, uh, but yeah, plenty of questions and things to talk about, especially, I think, in, in, in the universe, in the MCU, like, everything that's happened so far, considering that 
I don't know how everything that's going to work out like this, how it did, but I guess that's what we're going to talk about. Huh? Oh, sorry, that, uh, I cut out? I, um, I, sorry, you're just going, I got confused. Continue. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I thought I cut out. Okay. Uh, but yeah, I think the character work is pretty darn excellent. Uh, except the, the exceptions that have already been, been said. Uh, and just, just, I think that's it. Just to keep it short, we'll have plenty to talk about. All righty. Um, well, Mr. Rags, next up. Like it's, it's up to me. This is my favorite Spider-Man movie that I've seen. I was thoroughly impressed. I enjoyed the movie immensely. It does so many things right. And I, I feel like there's a huge weight of concern that's been dropped off of my, my little shoulders. Because we've seen Spider-Man trilogies get fumbled in the end or not even make it to the end of a trilogy before. So seeing this end as good as it did was legitimately satisfying. And I really, really love this movie. It does, it does so many things excellently when it comes to Peter and the respect that it shows to the other you know, Spider-Man out there. Um, I, I really love the, the ending. I adore this uh, Peter as a character. I would pro I'd probably agree with um, Mahler to say he's the strongest written character through and through when you take everything and put it all together. Um, super, super pleased with this movie. Enjoyed it immensely. Uh, it's definitely got a lot of problems with plot. No doubt Doctor Strange being the, the sore one that sticks out pretty obviously and clearly to everyone here for really good reasons. Um, the, the terrible price that they paid for a lot of the payoffs, at least those payoffs are really, really excellent. Um, and, uh, really, really like it. Good stuff. And finally, meme repository. What did you think? Well, I had an absolute blast, uh, watching this film. Um, it was, it was interesting because um, when I was in, I was in the film, I was I, when I was watching it in the theater, I was just having just the time of my life, and I almost just had to keep track of. Um, I I was I was I would only turn on the brain every couple of uh, every uh, every few minutes just to see how the plot was holding up, and I think there are definitely plenty of plot and world building issues. Um, I've kind of gone back and forth on a few of them just as I've thought about it more, but. Just as far as like the characters and uh, my just enjoyment and just the um, everything that um, all the payoffs in this film, I just um, I was just I was smiling ear to ear um, just throughout. It was uh, it was a fucking great time of a film, and um, I've I've kept a good track of um, I've I've tried to keep a good eye on like everything that doesn't work as well because I think. Um, I think there's a lot of stuff that doesn't add up as far as the plot and the world building goes, like, especially with the multiverse and the, um, all the Doctor Strange stuff. Um, but man, it was just, it was not only cool to see all of these characters return, but it was good to see them return in proper form. Cause I'm so used to just bringing back characters from these older movies and then they're not actually the same characters they're actually something completely different but this one not only brought them back they had a i would say reverence for 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 what was done before and they really just hit you with the payoffs and um it's funny uh, molly you mentioned the ending because i think the very first note i have in my good section is the somber ending was very well done and then i 
Um, I think I later on put this Peter is easily the one that has suffered the the greatest loss um, in the in out of all the live action Spider Man. And I think this has just been such a fantastically done film. I um, I I think uh, one of my one of my notes is that I just I. I would have easily watched like a three to four hour version of this with just what they've already done, but even more, even more detail, even more um, expansion on the character work that they've done. But I've just, I've, I am, uh, that, with that said, I'm still incredibly pleased um, with what we got. And uh, I, um, yeah, I'm looking forward to going through it. Um, I've, I've, there's a lot, I've got to kind of split up my notes into kind of uh what are what are my legitimate criticisms so the measurable more objective stuff and then there's like more subjective stuff that i would have liked a bit more of and then there's like um i kind of split up my praise into the same so there's the stuff that i really like almost on a subjective level and then there's the stuff that i think is just really well done on a script level and uh there's a lot of there's a lot of like really neat like oh my god there's that character and that character oh there's that cameo there and then there's other stuff like oh but I would have liked to have seen that and that but it's not necessarily objective and then there's it, it was it, I, I think going out I was just like man this is going to be a web to untangle um, because there's like separating my feelings from what's actually happening because feelings wise this this hit me really really hard so I'm I'm excited to to go through this. Oh, and yeah, worth clarifying. Nobody's given any numbers yet, chat. Calm down. You're fine. Yeah, I, yes, <laughs> please do. You're going to hear much more hot takes than these <laughs> over the course Room for of the right. street. I, so, I do like how yeah. varied chat is right now, though. There's plenty. There's yeah. a lot of anger already. Well, it's like, oh, beautiful. Yeah. No, I like that we're not all in agreement either. I like we have a pretty yeah, different... Fight, fight, opinions. fight. It's all good. Yeah. We'll fight, you'll fight, everyone will fight. Is this movie good or shit? We'll find out. Um... Is there anything else anyone wants to say before I... Because I'm essentially just going to act as like an anchor of describing the scene, an event, and then anyone who wants to say anything about it can then go from there, you know? And we'll just go Sweet. one by one. You know what? I think that'll be a, that'll be a good format, I say. Yes. I also yeah. think so. Um, in which case, like I said, if there's, if there's nothing else for anybody, I'm willing to start that process up. Go for it. Let's do it. How exciting. Um... <laughs> They kind of do a little bit of an Infinity War, whereas the credits are rolling in, we're getting, like, like the the, oh, yeah. the setup, like, noises. Yeah, and it's just, like, it's, they're almost trying to do it in a spooky way. Well, it was way spookier in Infinity War, but, uh, yeah, we got us the, the aftermath of Far From Home. It essentially just takes on straight away from Far From Home. The um, identity was revealed by Mysterio, and he was framed for Mysterio's murder, which, did they, did they actually confirm explicitly that Mysterio died ever in either of these movies? Um, no, yeah. I think, wait, did well, they show Because like, they call him Midra. Well, I mean, but yeah, but... Are, we, are Mysterio, you asking yeah, if they but, confirm Mysterio died? I mean, we, I mean, we they, can still... They, they confirm right? that people think Mysterio died. Right. Well, I guess that's enough, because I was just curious if they've okay, locked the door on bringing him back. Not, not the question. In the interrogation scene, wasn't he like, I wasn't the one who killed Mysterio, it was the drones. Didn't he say that, or was it shot? Um, I think you, you're right, uh, but to be fair, yeah. I'm asking this to find out if they might bring Mysterio back, and I just realized, like, well, they can bring it back I, anyway, so. Yeah. I kind of feel, I'm guessing that he's actually, like, proper dead. Not faked it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Was, uh, I don't yeah, know, they right. never showed it, like, that... Well, it feels like, it feels like a... died, 
when he died in the other movie, they just said all illusions are down. So he had to have either been acting, but then what, did he run away? Like, no, I, he's got to be dead. I assume yeah. he's dead. Uh, yeah. So, yeah, well, th th that that's happening. And uh, old Peter grabs up MJ because uh, lots of... There's, there's a lot of people just doing their pokey grabbies because they're like... And there's some people being like, you're a kid? Like, oh my god. Mm -hmm. um, I kind of, uh, I guess I have my first criticism. Is that the crowd just kind of parts to let Peter out? And I'm like, I don't feel like that's happening. I don't know, because like the... I mean, he is Spider-Man. He's really strong. I don't know that I want to stand right in front of him. He's running. So I think any any one if, guy if took the lead. Ever I to to... And one guy tried to. Get <laughs> yeah. Well, two people tried to, to attack him physically. <laughs> uh, I don't. I don't feel that like fear of him is what's moving them out of the way. Certainly not. Like maybe some of them, but uh, all right. I feel Jay, like... Let's let's nip this in the bud right now. Okay. If I go to New York City and a man in an animal costume is in front of me, <laughs> you, I, I'm going to assume he's dangerous and I'm going to get out of his way. That's a great joke, Rags, but. <laughs> I don't feel like it, uh... it was Jay to be like, we're being serious, Rags. Okay. Yeah, this I don't. There's no. Okay, that's a great joke, Rags, but uh, it's not an appropriate time. As long as humor, listen, okay? as long as it's acknowledged, that's fine. Okay, yeah, it's like, all right. Are you a furry? No, I'm just a super villain. Oh, okay, cool. Oh no, are we robot. <laughs> I'm just a super villain. A little bit. Damn. Well, wait, are we in um? Uh, automatic, automatic right season? now. I think. Oh, if anyone wants to throw What's us that? in there, pray for the best. I can click it and press single. Do you wait? Hopefully, we will be less roboty. Singapore. Hopefully, Singapore will help us out. To Singapore. Yeah, so, you yeah, there's like a chungus so, leader tries to grab one of them. One, yeah, uh, it just look. I think if you look at it, it's it's good enough that Peter seems to be trying to push away to be formed i guess you're saying they should have been more aggressively trying to grab him um more so just everyone moves out of his way like you, you from one shot he's surrounded and then the next shot there's like a clear pl uh, passage for him to move through it's like everyone just kind of politely gets out of his way when i feel uh the uh, the moods of all the people there are going to be very different um there'll probably be some people <laughs> i just like that's a hell of a coordinated effort even if the people there aren't uh all like they instantly all just move out of his way. I feel that's not happening that quickly, even if everyone there isn't like uh, conflicted and, and all different emotions flying wild. I don't think they would have been able to stop him anyway. Well, no, that, I don't, I don't think they would have. I think it's. Thought. I think this is a very small thing of like it's just sort of they don't want to have to deal with the crowd being in his way, so it it moves rather than uh, the the full like ugliness of the scene potentially taking place, as in like the. The awkwardness of him actually getting out is sort of glossed over, I think. But it it wouldn't be any more than awkwardness. I don't know that if you look at the crowd, I don't know if you, you it's like they seem pretty just the average normal people. Yeah, they've confused. just been announced that this is a thing. I don't know what you do with that information when you've just had it and you see Spider Man sure. there. Just how do you like, hmm. did they ever explain how they so quickly knew that um, MJ was his girlfriend? And they just knew she, she was just swinging around with him. Off. She got yeah. dropped off with him like a minute before I think... that happened. Oh, right before this happened? Yeah, I... I remember in, in Far From Home, they she swings oh, okay, around okay, with him okay. and then they yeah, yeah. she he drops her off there. Oh, okay, okay. Um Yeah, they do some swing a ling and they end up on a little uh 
I don't even know what bridge. it is. Is it a bridge? Yeah. Is, bridge, for a second, yeah. I thought it was like under construction or broken or something. I wasn't quite sure because it only bridge. shows it quickly. To uh, to answer the phone to Ned, and they exchange dudes until uh, uh, Peter gets hurt out of there by they they come up with like we can avoid everybody by going through the sewer and then come back out and get him back to the apartment. Subway. Oh, is that right, what a yeah. sewer looks like to you with trains in it? Yes. Um, yeah. Subways are dirty places. <laughs> we have with... very advanced sewage systems with trains actually take where the, the poop. trains also pass through. They ride the poop <laughs> to get to where they need to go. They just slide. It's more interesting than that. It's it's just trains riding on tidal waves of poop. Yay! Yes, let's go! And All that. aboard to the next station. Poop poop! And then... There's not a lot of space <laughs> left. <laughs> you, gotta, you gotta do what you gotta do. That is human ingenuity. Uh, yes. So, <laughs> yeah, they head back, and um, I think we're given... Like the start of the next scene is like a it's like a wanna. It's a it's a good a old fun wanna. And it's um Happy and, and May are fully breaking up, which is makes sense just right after Far From Home where that was a thing anyway. Um mm -hmm. and uh I, I don't know, I just thought it was funny that it, it seems normal behavior would just be like, Okay, gotta go, okay, gotta go. This is a noise. He's like, I better check that out. She's like, No and he just like comes into no. the house, like I'm doing it. Um <laughs> It's happy, I, you know. Like he's an interesting character in terms of we've had little of him in many movies, so yeah. he's yeah. pretty much a character. Mm -hmm. um, I feel like we yeah, get I to know him more in the Spider-Man movies than in Iron Man. Um, I think yeah, we do too. yeah, um, yeah. Because especially by Iron Man three, like Happy kind of gets dropped. He he just gets hurt, so that he's like a person who was a victim of like extremis, and then that's yeah. it for him, really. We don't see much of him again, but in the MCU Spidey stuff, he has a more prominent role. I like him more because of these films. I, yeah, yeah. I barely I really... remember him in Iron Man, to be honest. Like, he's I don't yeah. have any significant memories of him in those films. He's the driver he's and the helper. And, yeah. yeah. Um, American cheesemaker. They think right. they'd if, if, someone, if someone said, What do you mean? Happy wasn't in Iron Man, I'd be like, Yeah, yeah, sure. I, I, I buy that. <laughs> Uh, I feel like he got a little bit hooked in this movie. He kind of became uh, comic relief. Where I mean, I'm assuming Iron Man saw a lot in him for him to like be his right hand man for all this kind of stuff. So it, it seems like he's a little, a little moping and incompetent in this movie. Was anyone else getting that vibe? I kind of get. I kind of got. Did he actually do anything incompetent, or is he just a funny man who who says funny things? That because I don't think well, he's incompetent. Well, I think he's just kind of silly. When when uh, Peter Parker is revealed to be Spider-Man internationally, all over global news, and also to be the alleged killer of Mysterio, Happy is like, oh, we broke up. Cry. Sad. I just kind of feel it's a little bit unprofessional. That was before he knew. Yeah. That was before yeah. he knew. Uh, I guess. I mean, I, I, that, it, you no, could say it, it, it happened quickly, but like... <laughs> yeah, it was. I, I guess the only thing you could say that was really incompetent was him not lowering up. Like, from also, the... Yeah, not well, lawyering to up. To be fair, also, he didn't lawyer up because um, he didn't know that he would need a lawyer. Even he thought. Oh, he was that lying. is true. Yeah, yeah, he didn't. He didn't know. But it's also yeah. like the the stealth helicopter thing, where it's like the there's news, there's people shouting all around, and there's helicopters outside, and and people are like, "But we broke up," and they didn't notice anything was going on. I thought that was a little obviously well, it was done for like kind of communication. They don't need just he arrived. Already, he, was he was already. Yeah, he was. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. He was in the building before the helicopters arrived. Yeah, right? they, they were having that discussion, and then the stuff yeah. arrives. I mean, that may worth talking. Yeah, I just like 
if you had three helicopters outside, you would hear it. Absolutely. Like it'd be like, what's going on? There's three, there's helicopter. It's like really, really well, loud. Okay, when I, I mean, I, I mean, like when I hear a helicopter outside, I don't, I don't always go to look. Like, well, I don't assume there are helicopters outside me sometimes. I don't assume that I've become yeah. most wanted. I'm just and like, also, there's a helicopter. Like in New York, where they do like helicopter yeah. tours yeah. and stuff, yeah, yeah. it's like, yeah, like, I spent I'm ages cleaning up those helicopters. Yeah, I mean, I've not lived in New York. I've lived in the city like half my life, country other half, and I've definitely heard of helicopters. But these were pretty, pretty low to the ground. Like I've seen helicopters fly well, well above the city. Well, like, the kind of you know news. Well, I, I guess, I, I guess, like, I've never lived anywhere as um as as big as New York. And to me, that yeah. uh, hearing a helicopter, like even if it's quite nearby, isn't like whoa, what the fuck is going on? It's like oh, a helicopter. Yeah, like I, I might I mean, be bothered to go outside and look what's up with it, but again, I Indigo, might not. Indigo is a time traveler from medieval <laughs> ages when they didn't have helicopters. Whenever he hears <laughs> one, it's still an incredible magic no, right. event. That they did. Oh, what, what are these? Just that they were always you, you know. What are these spindly, uh, sp uh, spinny birds up there? Uh, I don't know what this is. <laughs> they must be for me. These are the demons coming for me. <laughs> go get me. I'm I'm just saying like uh, I think I think there's actually one shot where Peter opens up the blinds and it shows like uh, a helicopter within uh, eye level, like meaning they're really close to the ground. So like, and I think there's multiple helicopters. That'd be pretty loud. I'm just saying that that, that yeah, was a little was a little bit of a stretch. I don't for me, know that it didn't helicopters it going past for me. buildings pretty close by is probably something that happens every once in a while there. I'll I'll t yeah I'll tell you like um. A helicopter once landed next to my uh, house when I lived in Germany, and uh, it wasn't like, it wasn't like crazy fucking loud. What the hell is going on? It was just like, oh, that helicopter sounds kind of nearby. Um, but like, I feel like it's also worth like noting that if you're focused on one thing, you'd be surprised by what you can miss. Yeah, and they were focused oh, on yeah, the conversation yeah. that they were having. Like, well, yeah, I, they, yeah, that's I think it's really... They were having like they were having an, a conversation that was an important, important conversation. To him. Yeah, he clearly ahead, like cares a lot about his relationship with me. Yeah. Yes. I, I guess I, yeah, like I can, I can believe that he didn't hear them. Okay. Oh, well, I, I can believe he did. He may have heard them, but didn't think much of it. He heard them, but didn't, yeah, yeah. It was a bit of a, uh, like, for example, uh, Army, of the, Army of the Dead, whatever that uh, terrible movie was, um, the whole, like, out, outside of line of sight, the helicopter is silent. When you see the helicopter loud, I think it kind of did that. Maybe it was. Maybe I'd have to watch it again to get 100% confirmation. No, you I think don't. you hear the rising noise. Uh, I think you do. You hear it a little same. bit, but 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 then like he pulls up in a blind, and all of a sudden, boop, 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 you know. Uh, Someone yeah, in chat is saying the copium is strong. I'm sorry, like. Wait, on which so. side? <laughs> I, I don't even know. I was like, everyone's just making arguments, man. I don't know what. Yeah, chat and, behave. Uh, all right, we're just having a chat. Don't be mean. Otherwise, I'll turn you yeah, off. Yeah, and, and it's, it's not, it's not, doesn't, it doesn't ruin the story for me at all. I just it was a little bit of a uh, theatrical for me to like. Okay, they don't they're too caught up in stuff to not hear the three helicopters that I level outside. But probably bigger for me, and I don't know when you want to broach this, but uh, Edith and Karen, we don't really they're not they, they're shown in one shot. Uh, they confiscate the glasses when he's arrested. This is jumping forward a little bit, but uh, we don't. Like that never comes into play again, and that'd be a pretty big advantage for Peter to have those. I could so. see them not coming into play if it's still part of an investigation that's happening. You see, all yeah, of that, they they that talk about how stock take tech a long time to... is under yeah. investigation, and they take like, the, glasses the charges as well. against Peter were dropped for sure. Okay. But that, but they, I think it was even said explicitly that there's still like an ongoing thing with the with the mm -hmm. stock stuff. 
And even if there wasn't, it can be like bureaucracy and things like that mm-hmm. to just make it difficult to get these things. You know, and, yeah, and I mean, would they... they necessarily give them to him? Just because Tony did doesn't mean that the government yeah. would give them back to him. I don't feel him. like he's getting those back, to be honest. Yeah. Do they, I don't want him to have them back. <laughs> yes. I don't want him to have them back. No. no. Yeah. Yeah. It's I mean, I didn't. Get him I, out of there. I think it would have complicated the plot like tenfold, but at the same time, I think they should have probably destroyed and or completely disabled them uh um, because I th- the, the fact that that there's there's an army of drones intact drones out there and edith and like laser cannons and satellites and stuff that would have become in a lot of handy well it's more complicated than that right if if you've yeah. got like stock and they made them, stock industries is going to like fight to make sure that stuff doesn't get destroyed and they're a big company so i, I, yeah. I know at this point they're like separated from the plot like they're gone they're not something that yeah mm-hmm. they didn't want us to think about that because that, that opens up a whole other box of stuff i just I well they've addressed kind of, it i'd rather they, put it that way yeah. um they addressed it enough i guess it just it, it, it did it did seem like whoa okay i forgot about edith and all those things that could have been pretty handy when searching for all these super villains but okay that's well, the thing, and you, as a writer, it's your job to write it out, and it's been confiscated yep. as part of the investigation, Stark Tech. Like, I don't know that those drones are in the clear because of the amount of damage they've done. Even if mm-hmm. Mysteria was controlling them, that's still a matter of there's going to be so much time and I to guess tear them it's apart. Yeah, noting, right, that, like, I feel like this is an example of the stuff that happens more often in these MCU films than in a lot of the other ones, where it's like acknowledging that there is a world that exists in this universe that has an interest in these types of things. Yeah, we don't you know, usually get yeah. zero acknowledgement from Spider-Man. Damage Control is back. Yeah, yeah they're this back. This does they... a pretty good job at doing that. At least Compared try. Compared to the yeah. rest of the MCU, yeah, it definitely tries more. And I don't blame Other them for doing that. Other films are just like, fuck it, we're our own thing. Yeah. Because they're introducing two whole new franchises into an already like super huge and bloated and, and uh, complicated world already. So I don't blame them for getting rid of Edith, you know, just kind of boxing and shipping it off. But at the same time, I was like, uh eh. You know, I th- I think that maybe having like a couple scenes that to deactivate the either system to completely take it off the table, I I would have felt a little bit more. I would have felt a little bit more like okay, that wasn't an option at all then. But as far as I know, they took away his glasses and that was it. So that just yeah, well, he's not going to get them back. He can't get control of them back. I mean, the government and the feds, probably at the highest level, now have control or confiscation of these kinds of things, and they he just flat out. But he's also a superhero. He's also a superhero, and he broke he's out of the, like, the most secure facility in the world, I guess. And uh, I mean, he's not omnipotent. And if he's especially well, after well, the events well, I guess, of the film, when he... what are you what are you saying should have happened? I I, I would have. I, th- I they they I they obviously show a quick cut of them confiscating the Edith glasses. That's fine, mm-hmm. but they, as far as we know, that system is still uh active those drones still exist yeah maybe and and that's all a potential asset when he's trying to fix the unit the multiverse right the glass i i i would have appreciated them that like okay after all this destruction the drones and stuff whether or not it was peter's fault this all needs to be completely deactivated shut down dismantled i would have kind of liked to see that that way it's completely off the table right now it just seems like he just needs to get his glasses back to have access to it again that's that's what I got. Maybe oh, I, I never even thought that he was going to go try and get the glasses back. I thought that they were totally out of play. Okay, uh, I mean, all we saw is put into a box. They, when and he's arrested, seen... they, confis- they confiscate the the glasses and put it in a box. Will like be that Moodle? Don't we get later? We get later on when when he's on the bridge trying to talk to the MIT lady. We get like a little blurb from inside his suit where it says uh, the 
Oh yeah, oh, that's right. The suit is still offline. helping them out. Yeah, because yeah, the, the suit, suit says really uh, Stark Network is offline. Yeah. Oh, face recognition is ah, offline. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah, right. it's under investigation. Yeah, like I said, this is all very yeah. deliberate at the beginning. Mm -hmm. They need to knock that out because he needs to not have it yeah. as an ability. And they put effort into yeah. knocking it out. I yeah, say. I mean, it, it, it's knocked out as a very logical progression of the events in the story. Like, yeah. I feel like yeah. if they wanted it to not be knocked out, they would have to put in more legwork to justify why he still has it. Yep. I think so too, actually, yeah. given what happened yeah. with them I, in Noah in Far From Home. Yeah, I mean, if they if they if there's a scene where it says Stark Network off offline at the beginning and I missed that, then that's my bad. Uh if there's a scene at the end, does that mean that it was always disabled? I'm not so I'm not no, so it, sure. It's in it's, it's, the end. it's when he's on the bridge. It's when he's on the bridge Fighting after the Stark uh, the strange scene. At that point, it's disabled. That, that's well, when we know, know it's that, disabled. Yeah, that, that's, that's when confirmation that it is. Network oh, is okay. Yeah. If it's that early, yeah. then okay, I'm fine with that because that's before he gets it all uh, confiscated, right? I think so. No, this no, is when he's fighting. This is much later. Yeah. Okay. But that's well before the whole multiverse capture everything. So that's fine. Yeah. Okay. If, if that's what they mm -hmm. said, I missed. That that scene was like so fast paced that I must have missed that. But yeah, if that's the case, then that's fine. I'll retract my my complaint there. Um. So yeah, the, the I think one of us next. Get the yeah, it's like the Daily Bugle report where someone's thrown some yeah, green Alex green Jones. goo on uh, <laughs> on old Spidey. It, and... It's not my goo. I know, I know. Yeah, right. of course, <laughs> it isn't. similar. Brand. I, would, I wouldn't allow my goo to be used in such a uh such a malicious way <laughs> so, hang on, i'm sorry did i miss a green goose scene what are you talking about oh yeah yeah okay yeah green goose yeah. okay yes <laughs> but i don't mind like you're like did i miss a green goose He's like yes the green goose scene there is only the... one <laughs> well, to, to me i thought oh, that, that was pain so i hearing it described as goo threw me off What's it probably wasn't hate but i mean yeah it was it was nickelodeon slime in a certain sense is goo because everything's goo in a certain, and you know, from a certain point of view, <laughs> everything is goo from, from a, a certain, from point, a of certain view. point of goo. <laughs> the goo goo. Sounds like the villainous line he would deliver in his movie. It, it took me like a second to realize that what I had on my hands, and I blew it. <laughs> anyway, it sounds like something I'm an ooze would say. Oh yeah. From a certain <laughs> point of goo. Yeah, just... <laughs> the Power Rangers right. are evil. <laughs> From uh, my point of view, the power rangers are evil. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the power of the goo in the palm of my hand. <laughs> how, do cool. feel, how do you all feel about uh, them turning J. Jonah Jameson into Alex Jones? I was kind of oh. not really feeling uh, that. No. He was so one-dimensional. I'm fine with it. With it. I don't prefer Wait, him I, to I, the I, Raimi version, but I don't know that it's a no. problem. He is, he is perfectly I, representative I mean, like, of what a reporter would be in this world. If you want to talk about like one dimension, like he's like got two scenes. He's not like really a character in this. He's more so uh, just a yeah. He's, he's just he's just a, a standard entity that represents. He's the a device. Portrayal of Spider Man. He's a yeah. plot device. He behave. Well, he doesn't oh, behave unreasonably based on more in future installments. Like is, well, yeah. To, to, I want I want to make sure we get this out really early. He's not a bad guy at all. He's completely normal. No, no. he's not a bad guy. He's not a villain. He, he clearly he, is acting off of the information that seems to be. Well, I mean, he's like, dude, look at what's happening. What the fuck with yeah, the Spider-Man and all this stuff happening? Like, geez, this guy's they, a mess. They, 
Dude, they, they introduced the whole them... like selling supplements thing as well. I thought, are they going to make a joke about this? It's like, no, they just have him do it. It's like, look at me, I'm Alex Jones. And then they don't do anything with the joke. Yeah. Like, they don't. Well, yeah, what's they, 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 they introduce him as the, the controversial Daily Bugle. And it's obviously Alex Jones, even down to the supplement hawking, right? But the weird messed up thing is that he's pretty much completely right from the public's perspective. Uh, not only does says it, Alex Jones is right. No, 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 I'm, I'm, I'm uh, Jay Jonas, you know, because, because per the, per all the publicly available information, Spider-Man was involved with the drones. He ordered this, et cetera, et cetera. And at the very end, um, he's like, he's but... like, he's like, just let me finish real quick. At the very end, he says, what are you going to do? Destroy another monument like you've done before. And what do they do at the end? They destroy the, <laughs> the Dude, that's true. <laughs> So yeah. he's kind of right. You know, you can't really uh, fault him for that. That one wasn't finished yet. Doesn't count. <laughs> Boy, um, and Mysterio was well reported as being a hero that saved the world yeah. and so he's obviously invested in him and not in Spider-Man and yeah I, I find it all he, he has like three scenes and um, I, I liked him I, I liked you, like uh, the portrayal I, it, but he's just not a secondary character he's absolutely tertiary as fuck he's barely in it yeah um, which is yeah, yeah, I didn't though. really, I didn't really enjoy watching him it was like, yeah, like he was like, Jay, like you have J.K. Simmons reprising this character and you don't make him at least a little bit as, as enjoyable as he was before. Well, it's, so much uh, to do in eh. this. Like, what, a, what, what, like, what, like, I don't feel it's really practical to extend, expand his role in this film, like, beyond just Especially. the presence of the media. Well, I quite like his, his speech that Spider Man watched. Yeah. It was a good yeah, scene. I like it too. Oh, yeah. Good. Yeah. I like it. And that's like the most of his yeah. screen time. Yeah, I assume he's. I assume he's probably going to be getting a bigger role in one of the next three movies, which we're almost certainly getting. I don't know, maybe. Yeah, I think maybe talking, I, I could definitely right see that. What they do next, I think. Yeah, I'm really excited about. I mean, that, I mean, Spider-Man uh... might work for him in one of the next ones, right? <laughs> exactly. Uh, there's plenty they could do there. He's gonna be working for Al He's gonna be working for Alex Jones. Well, so yeah, but, but the, way, <laughs> the way you can write that is that he is the one that will pay the most for Spider-Man pictures, which makes a lot of sense, right? Yeah. Or so even it could like be that Peter Parker ends up working point. for him, and we do end up learning there's a lot more to this guy than just what we've seen in the three scenes that we got. Yeah. Well, I like, I mean, like you say, definitely is because they were three scenes. Exactly. That's the yeah. He's <laughs> the very, very. So, yeah, it, it, does, it does show. It does show uh, J. Jonah Jameson making like money off of it, though, right? Because at the beginning, like you see, he's like yeah. really shitty setup, Green and then at the end, he has like a whole studio. I thought it was kind of so, neat. Like, he, he, they show... he is profiting off of. Wait, why did they show his studio at the end? So, I don't remember that. So at the be yeah, early, yeah, so yeah. Oh, not the end in the middle when he like when he does it's the phone junk, call. Yeah. yeah, at the beginning, he's got a big square green screen, a basement, and then loads of like post-it notes and notes on his wall and stuff. It's very like he's probably in his own house, you know. Mm -hmm. And then later yeah, on, he's very much a full studio that's, uh, you know, it's just, uh, to yeah, me, it's just like, um, that's a really nice detail. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I yeah, it is. yeah. You see him, make, yeah, you see him, like, he is making profit off of Spider Man. Well, he's, he's, I mean, if people want him as a nude source, nude source, wow, news source, uh, <laughs> 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 make it happen. I, I would donate to a JK Simmons only. Um, I love you guys. It's just, <laughs> yeah. Just how Live it works, and uncensored. Yeah. And um, yeah, you've got your potential there for him to end up hiring Peter Parker in the next movie. It could be we've got plenty of fun potential there. Um, but yeah, he's just. Go ahead. 
Oh, and uh, something I found interesting is um, they do go into a tiny bit of detail as to why he would specifically target Spider-Man in this shared superhero universe. And it seems to be uh, at least a little bit focused on the fact that he is the, the like the one hero with the secret identity because everyone else is pretty public. And meanwhile, he's going like, if he really wanted us to trust him, why would he not just unmask himself and show us who he truly is? And I think that's... Um, uh, that was just a neat this little detail cowardly, right? To Not to mention that, you know, yeah. the fucking, the Mysterio shit. Like, I feel like that's the biggest detail that he's got going. He liked Mysterio, yeah, I'll, clearly. Like, he was... I, yeah. I was, I, was, I was fine with him. Like, he's, he's taking a side in, like, what I assume is a partisan issue for a lot of people is the Mysterio thing. And it's realistic, um, too. People tend to take the side of somebody who died. Like, people who die instantly become revered. So I definitely see the whole Mysterio angle definitely. Yeah, except for Hitler. Fire. <laughs> and we got another one. There it is. Um, bomb. Rags bomb. Hitler counter. People will stop like, collecting like, that from meme video. Peter Parker in the next Spider-Man movie becomes like uh, Hitler. Well, he, Peter Parker to, uh, to <laughs> Joe Jonah Jameson in the next movie is going to be Paul Joseph Watson to Alex Jones. It's going to be the same relationship. You say Joe Jonah Jameson just then? Did I? Is that what I said? I think so. Don't, don't question me. You just said you just said nude sauce. I'm not taking this. <laughs> I refuse to be criticized. No, we're both taking this. It's funny that we both said those things. Equality. Marvel Studios Hitler. Um, <laughs> well, like Hitler Snyder is a Marvel Hitler. villain. Yeah, he's. I mean, canonically, yeah, in the universe, he is. I mean, yeah, he is a Marvel villain. Technically, that's true. Um, he, you know, if you think if they adapted him for a Marvel movie, he would have quip like yes. Judaism, more like Judaism. Ha 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 ha. Hey, Marvel, because he, because Red, uh, Red Skull was part of the Nazis, right? He worked for Hitler. He was. Uh, he was Hitler, mega. Uh, he was a mega Nazi. Hydra was like a, a, a faction underneath. Um, well, the, the they had their own devices, I guess. Like in terms, they broke away from uh, Germany in that film, right? I think. Yeah, I think so. They were they they were sort of their own thing. I yeah. feel like Red Skull was just using the Nazis for his own end, mm -hmm. but he was a dick too. Um. So yeah, the the DODC Department of Damage Control raid his apartment, and they uh they show us a picture of the um the suits container, but it's empty. The glasses and uh, I think a Tie Fighter because he got one in Lego. I can't remember, but um, yeah, just letting us know the glasses are out, but the the suit is in. Um. And then he's in jail. And this is the thing. This movie, I, upon rewatching it, I, I understand. Like a lot of people think that um, there's lots to say on pacing, but my God, the amount of things they had to do in two hours, I really feel like they yeah. did a pretty good job of balancing this, considering every yeah. single event we've got to deal with. Uh, um, you could have easily added another hour of content, I think. Yeah, I watched it. Take time for everything. I feel like it was paced well. I, they had to do a lot. Yeah. I mean, maybe there is a, a non-theatrical cut out there, but... This was easily the most uh, ambitious we'll cut. film since event or Endgame. I would so, be... yeah, that, it, it was tough to put all this in here. So incredibly on board with an extended Dude, cut look, of this look film. At Holy shit. Pacing is great. I think... Pacing is fine. I don't <laughs> think the pacing was... I think the an extended cut was actually needed, though. Because <laughs> um, I think the biggest thing I didn't like about the, the whole jail sequence was, um, I think... Like, okay, Matt Murdock gets introduced and he's like, oh yeah, the charges are like, nothing's going to happen. But then he talks about the like public hearing and we just don't get to see it. Like, I really, I really wanted to no, see the court, the court sequence. of public. 
I yeah, think you say referring. Yeah, that's just, that's not actually that's, a court. That's not a court hearing. Yeah, so like it's Twitter not. basically. <laughs> no, oh, he's okay. yeah, he's talking about he's talking about like he's public. Right, man, you're gonna get canceled on Twitter. I would. Yeah, the opinion is actually like. Oh no. He's probably specifically referencing J. Jonah Jameson, honestly, as well as other people. Yeah, the court well, of I mean, public yeah, he's opinion be is not an actual well, court. It's, a lot of it's actually people... the furthest thing from a court that you can get, probably. <laughs> well, what about a burrito? Um, I still think that a burrito could be used as evidence within a crime <laughs> or an investigation. So, I have burritos today. Your Honor, Exhibit A, yeah. the burrito. <gasps> now is order, Spider-Man order. 4, is Spider-Man 4 about oh, uh, Peter being tried no. in the court of burrito opinion? Um, yeah, I, uh, I was, I was a little bit annoyed when I saw the trailer that he would be in trouble for the stuff in, in England when there's just so much, uh, evidence to the contrary of what Mysterio's claiming, but then this film was like, well, yeah, the, the charges aren't gonna stick, and I was like, good, the charges shouldn't stick. Yeah. yeah. However, and that's, that's all you need to spend on it. Yeah, I agree. Like, yeah. The, the main issue here isn't that, um, isn't some legal implication, it's public implication it's what um yeah there's no way that these murder charges were going to stick we didn't need to see a trial or anything and they but definitely public... do spend a fair they do spend a fair amount of time showing a lot of people don't like spider-man well yeah, that's not going to change even if which is like inevitable the, right yeah. even if he's exonerated there's going to be people who are still yeah i'm saying they give uh, yeah that's yeah. the the important part they give the most um yeah 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 we're uh, a wonderful you know, fun little media part. podcast so all i'm gonna say is describe what happens in this film without referencing anything from real life by saying even if a court case went through for spider-man he was exonerated completely and given the, the innocent verdict we'd have a shit ton of people saying he's guilty a piece of shit and should be killed so <laughs> yeah um, yeah, I think I think that the, okay. the movie the movie nodded toward like huh. the modern sense of justice pretty well in that regard. Like, even if he was completely exonerated, it doesn't change. Hang on, are we gonna do are we gonna do a secret? Oh, hang on, are we gonna do a, like a, a conservative read of fucking hmm? fucking this no. film? No, 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 so far, I, no, that's just a normal person read. Doesn't need to be that that what happens. No, in I, know, I know that. I know. I, I know. But it's in just like. Um, just taking partisan issues, and we've got like Alex Jones, and now that we can do a lot of stuff. <laughs> I suppose. I just want to. I just want to see like the opposite of the rem the rep remarkable Republican video. Just uh -huh. um. No, I, no. Actually, you know what? I want to see the remarkable Republican video. No way home uh, yeah. is a conservative masterpiece. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, like, does the does the public opinion really matter? Though, like, does it really? Yeah. Reflect. Does it really, really, does it really convey that well when they let him back in school the next fucking day? Do you see what happened when well, he went to school? Public opinion doesn't get you kept out of school. Well, his his friends got barred from MIT. And this yeah, yeah. yeah but like he's allowed back in, just allowed back allowed in a high school. school. Why wouldn't he? Well, yeah, they can't establish him now. And he's not yeah. a criminal. It would be illegal to keep him out of school. Yeah, well, the school, the school wants their their hero. This, well, he's like basically a rock star. Yeah, two of the two of the yeah, two of the school board like him, one of them, well, one of them likes him, one of them doesn't, the well, other one's... Neat right detail, the two that like him were there in Far From Home, the yes. two, the one that doesn't That's wasn't. Right. Yep. Um, oh, yeah. So, well, uh, yeah. Hannibal Buress was, was in the first film. Uh, he, no, he, was, he, he wasn't yeah, but there. He wasn't on the trip. He wasn't on the school Yeah, trip. he wasn't on the trip. Oh, he was on the school. He was on the like, trip, I think okay. the logic there is that they saw what Spider-Man did, they saw what Mysterio did, and they know he's a hero. Oh, that's a good detail. Yeah, but catch from yeah, what I well, from what I remember, there was no bullying. There was nothing. <laughs> it was like he's just in school, and people are kind of just taking photos of him, and like, okay, that's it. 
That's, that's the all. What, of bullies, what are people? Do, yeah, like, what are people going to do to like someone that they think killed an Avenger? Like I'm, well, I'm not. If I thought that one of the one of the people I went to school with killed an Avenger, I wouldn't be fucking with him. I'd well, say, you, is it is it Captain Marvel? Please tell me it's Captain Marvel. Lots right? of people <laughs> are. Remember when he tries to enter the school? You've got like he's like a pariah. You've got some people with yeah. signs saying like hero, yay, good guy, and then some people with vigilante, and then some people with like murderer, piece of shit, and they're all shouting and stuff. Like I feel like that's a yeah. lot, isn't it? And then of course the big well, one, yeah, being yeah. his friends not got at his, Not at his school though. Like no, I'm not talking about like physical well, confrontations. Know, but that would happen. But like no, no, no vandalism. Like secret well, vandalism was, of his locker. He, he goes to the roof to escape everyone, and that's basically all we get of him in school, isn't it? Is that he just leaves to avoid people? Yeah, yeah. to avoid being photographed. But not right. Well, yeah, maybe they don't one. need to show anything. Like. I don't, I don't feel know. Like it's important to I show much like more harassment. To understand that, like, it's pretty harassing. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, if you're especially if you're 17, and you just want to go to school, and people won't leave you alone, and they keep taking photos. Yeah. And Lord knows what they're probably saying. And then, of course, the big one being that yeah, all of his, his friends don't get into any universities so because they know him. It's fair to say as well. A brick was thrown through his window. And a brick that Daredevil caps because yeah. he's a really good lawyer. I did very much. I was quite happy when I saw him, but uh, of course now I'm I'm just like, oh, what are you gonna do? Um, yeah, what are you yeah. gonna is do this, to him and Kingpin? Is, is <laughs> this foreplay to his funeral? What is this? Oh no, because that's, that's the thing is, it's like he was. I liked him in this. He was cool and yeah. he was in character, and I'm glad that he's here. But I get worried about what's next. That's all. Yeah, yeah. I, I I love Matt Burdock, and I love that seeing him here. But I I am a little worried too. I think this was basically just say like nodding yes. Matt Murdock, he's still Matt Murdock, and he's in the MCU. I think that's yeah, but the problem is like did. I'm not sure if you've seen, but like there are interviews where like the people who are making Hawkeye that has Kingpin in it, they don't even know if the show is canon. Like well, I don't. Yeah, know. I was gonna say as much as I like seeing him, it is a huge problem plot and world yeah. that he's here. Uh, uh, yeah, the uh, history of Daredevil as a show cannot coexist with the MCU's history. Uh, <laughs> that easily it's like you, well, well no way about, a, um, the blip, what i would the say is... at this point is that um thanks to the mcu being really shit now it absolutely <laughs> could i could believe like that, that i could believe a reprieve. That, well yeah it's what i would say is like because of how like mcu stuff now is like starting to fall apart it could fit in and not be acknowledged and i don't think that well the people behind it would like notice you know, well, like, I, don't, I don't know that most people would I care. Mean, the Daredevil could it show not just would... be the same actor playing the same character, though? Like, um, Let's go. So that's we have, that we have... I assume they're not going to want to do that, though. They're going to want the seasons to be canon, because people I think, love them. I well, think they could just leave it ambiguous, do... I guess. I think they're going to do that. I think they're going to leave it ambiguous. I think it works. That is easier. I think it works up until Endgame. The blip is the real big problem, obviously, for anything connected well, to the MCU. Because uh, if, you, if you watch the show... They loosely reference the Avengers here and there. They talk about cleaning yeah. up New York City after the attack. They talk about all this other stuff. So, it, it, so it is Batwoman. It is. No, she does. Batwoman shows up in no. the MCU. So, like, so the more meta issue is that those shows were by Marvel's television division, which is not Marvel Studios. So they're not technical. They weren't made by Marvel Studios, and that's mm. the reason why, like. There's no there way Kingpin hasn't been on Doctor Strange and Iron Man's radars, like. He's uh he's done a lot that has changed a lot. I think the hand would be on everyone's radars. The Punisher would have been someone who would like. How does that not come up? And Jessica well, Jones, I... obviously, because she's super powered and yeah, and uh, Luke Cage. Luke These Cage. are people that are of and, interest. 
Danny Rand. They're all I'm, like Dead Evil. I could believe would be more under the radar, but yeah. even then, there'd probably be some acknowledgement. This at isn't some stage. like uh, to reference. I'm not like saying this is catastrophic. It's just like you're, they're not going to put any effort into doing that, are they? They're just going to be like, here he is. I don't have think fun. they are. I think I, yeah. I would actually argue that it's kind of goes under the radar of the Avengers because their Avengers are finding like extraterrestrial threats and stuff like that. And like the thing is, yeah, extra, extra Jessica Jones is really strong. There's an, She's yeah, I'm not strong. saying they necessarily get involved, but there should have been an awareness of them and then a desire to possibly call them in with certain uh, events happening. Uh, but I would argue that uh, that it kind of falls in the same category as uh, the original problem or the original conflict in uh, the Homecoming, where like the guys that that uh, Spider-Man was going after, the Vulture and his crew, they were like too low level for Stark to even worry about. He was off like in Dubai or something like that. So I kind of well, felt that that uh, like normal humans without any superpowers who were just are kind of doing crime crimey things in New York would be kind of under like Jessica Jones their, has superpowers though, that's the thing like Jessica Jones Luke Cage and Iron Fist all have superpowers yeah they do I'm just I uh as far as the like the big bad villain guys I mean probably Jessica Jones villain would probably be the biggest threat just because his well should be ridiculous I'm OP, glad but... you mentioned that because I I they I think I didn't watch season three of that show, but I watched season two and they explicitly referenced the raft in relation to a character who's got superpowers too. They want to okay. send there. And so at mm. that point it's like, well, wait a minute. If they want to send yeah. a character in this show to the raft, like, are we not? Jessica Jones is very strong. She can jump over buildings. My dude, <laughs> like she's very strong. Yeah, I, it would definitely, there's definitely some inconsistencies and they weren't developed as perfectly coherent, but I did, I did remember that they acknowledged that they were in the the Avengers universe. Yeah, I, like, like, I just want to acknowledge yeah. that um, as much as it's awesome, I love seeing him, I love the little scene with him, I just think that uh, there's, if I was to rewatch the three seasons of Daredevil, we'd probably be able to find a lot of things where it's like, they're going to have to address this, right? And this, and this, and yeah. this. Yeah, and I wonder... And I guess as well, the big thing will be, so Kingpin is back in play. What's Matt doing about it? I guess we'll find out. He uh, yeah, um, I guess we will. Yeah, I don't know. The Hawkeye, I haven't watched any Hawkeye, so I don't know how that messes it all up. But from what I recall, um, the Daredevil show kept its distance from Avengers, but did acknowledge that those events did happen. So it was mm -hmm. it kind of kept like a it, like a kind of moderate distance away while still acknowledging. So I don't know. That might mess it up completely. Who knows? Is Hawkeye really shit, by the way? I, was I don't know. I've only watched the first episode. But I didn't Chat, like is it. Hawkeye shit? I trust you <laughs> Chat, with my life. life. Oh, no, you're full. Yes, no, yes, no, yes, no. Oh, yes, you know no. what you could do, uh, Molly? You could put a poll in the chat. I you do that Hawkeye, though. How about... The build-up of Kingpin put... does not compare to fucking Daredevil. It's so... Also, mm. I was going to bring... I don't know when to bring this up exactly, but at one point, Peter says, I'm an Avenger and I'm broke. Um, I remember that being a really <laughs> sore point in uh, what's that terrible show? Falcon the, and the Winter the, Soldier. Falcon, yeah. Like, mm -hmm. it, how is it possible to be uh, Tony Stark's uh, protege, Avenger, and broke? Like, I don't get it. So he had all of his stuff taken away by the police. But like, he was his money too. His he's not 18 so, um, so well yeah he doesn't like i don't was 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 start like sharing in money well, we now know like, it's equipment. canon that he wasn't giving money to anybody um yeah so. i guess i guess the stark's a big ass thanks boy. falcon winter soldier <laughs> yeah <laughs> cool uh, there you go is hawkeye so, good uh, everyone vote now the, well for some those reason i just it. saw that and like instinctively voted yes <laughs> like i don't know my brain was just like click yes and i did hawkeye is I morally like, good I, <laughs> I guess i guess 
you know, if the plot continues as it did in the first episode, where a string of insane contrivances managed to get the, the, our character in a place where she can be for the plot to happen, all while Hawkeye just so happens to be in New York, if it continues to be like that, then I doubt it's good. But at least it's better so, than everything else in Phase 4, right? Except it, it, this. <laughs> except now for Spider-Man, <laughs> yeah. Or like, maybe that remains to be seen. Who knows what we'll conclude by the end of this stream, you know? Mm, well. Um... I guess Stark was canonically egalitarian about his uh, uh, not sharing his money. <laughs> he didn't share any money with anybody. Well, I, I mean, that's it's not being egalitarian. It's just being greedy. I fucking hated. Oh, I I hate Falcon and Winter Soldier's show for the most part. It's it's a oh, yeah, shit show. Um, yeah. And when they established that Tony didn't give a fuck about any of his Avengers, I was very unhappy. Mm -hmm. No fun. Very unhappy. Like, wow, yep. really? Gave money to a bunch of MIT graduates, uh, gave money to some random kid in Iron Man 3, well, but so doesn't take care of his own his own people. That doesn't make any fucking sense. Guarantee you when they wrote Civil War and that he was doing that with the MIT students, if you said to them, like, is he is he giving, like, stipends to, um, you know, his, his Avengers? The, the Roosters have been like, of course he is. We don't need to address that. Of course, duh. Like, yeah, like, like, yeah it's not even... Yeah. Oh, shit. Some other writer said no. I mean, obviously he wants to be in a school with his friends, but I also thought of, I'm trying to be as critical as possible, so don't hit me for this, but basically... I hate you. I hate you. What, wouldn't, wouldn't MIT kind of be like baby's first school compared to anything that Stark Industries is involved in? Or am I just being dumb? Like, MIT, MIT is one like, of the best like universities a, in the world. Yeah, it is, but also Stark is like a freaking mega genius. Like, there anything is no that they Stark make University, way, though. But... Well, like if, have, you think, if you think about it, with Stark involved in the world, MIT is just on steroids compared to our MIT, if you know what I mean. Yeah. It's going to be a better MIT, I, probably. It's, it's clearly shown to be a very prestigious institution Dude, that it's smart people want like to go to. It's, it's yeah. Ivy League. It's like one of the best universities in the world. Yeah, but I mean, like, I, I my GameStop, uh, my for, a former GameStop employee used to buy video games from, he worked at MIT, and he, he, uh, okay. woefully, woefully <laughs> told me about that story. I'm like, okay. So, like, so, like, so like as good as it is, There's like, a lot of people at MIT, like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 for, for sure. No, I'm, I'm, not I'm not bashing at MIT. I'm just saying that, like, wouldn't, like, what, what else does, if, 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 uh, Peter Parker is a super genius already. He can outsmart the greatest wizard in the world you with still math. Still needs a degree. Like, I don't know like, to get a job. You well, I know I don't. I don't see him. I outsmarted a wizard in Doctor a mirror Strange dimension. at magic. Like, yeah, I just, I, these aren't. To be fair, he's probably not doing as great as he could be. Isn't that a Peter Parker thing because of the fact he's so busy crime fighting and stuff? But he's also like doing really well in the test. Whenever, whenever he's actually present in like Homecoming, he's super smart. Well, I'm, I'm pretty sure his grades there? start I'm failing in Homecoming, and he has to shore him up. Isn't that something that happens in that film? No. I don't. I just everybody's mentioned that Stark he... went to MIT, which would probably explain why he wants to go to MIT. Oh, yeah, I think he's more wanting that to go and... because of his friends. But well, that yeah, is like one of the best universities in the world, especially if you want to do like science, engineering, tech work, stuff like that, which we know that he wants to do. I where should he go more... i guess where yeah where should he go would be my question i guess well my, my point was why bother with mit when he's already an avenger he has stark laboratories what? connections he could just get because he has he a normal a life job. he wants to lead he wants to yeah, he wants to be with his friends degree. and he wants Don't... to get a degree like degrees are pretty useful yeah i'm just uh, i this is not necessarily an argument to wanting to be in mit it's an argument like why is that your only option to the point of where you want to reach well, he had two other schools, schools but declined. Schools, yeah. Yeah. 
They all anyone that's got MIT. Yeah, the two of them getting rejection letters. So oh, it's ambiguous as to whether he just didn't get in or if he didn't get in because he was Spider Man. Mm -hmm. Oh, okay. So that, that that scene went so fast. So every one was like, "Oh, that was my backup school. That's fine." It was, it was like a montage okay. of Aunt May yeah. with the letters. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't get immediately that they're all declined. That's that was my bad. Okay. Yeah. Um. So. Yeah. Well, was there anything else for the Matt Murdock scene? Anybody? Um. It was I, funny. It's funny. I. I, I <laughs> yeah. my, I'm assuming you guys' audience. My audience was like, "Ooh." Yeah. I, yeah. I, Our yeah, audience. I, those people. Yeah. They were. <laughs> I got a reaction. <laughs> That's one of those people. I, I was just happy. in there like, oh my god, I'm surrounded by people who even know who he is. That's cool. <laughs> like, yeah, I, yeah, I was, uh, I was really yeah. happy. He was like, yay, you all like Daredevil. That makes me happy because he is a great character. <laughs> Fair, like, I, I think I gasped a little. I don't know why because I've never watched that show. I just know who he me is. Me neither. And I was, I was like, like, hey, I think hey, uh, I know who that guy big, is. I think there was a big awareness of who he is, which, um, yeah, which again makes me happy because <laughs> and I, I, like I think people know who Daredevil is. I think on a, in a massive sense, people probably understood like the significance of a non-MCU character showing up in the MCU in the film that it was rumored. You know, everyone knew, everyone going in knew what the rumors were. Uh, mm -hmm. I think, I think for a lot of people that was significant just to mean, oh, they are oh, bringing characters from other yeah. properties in. Yeah, that's true. It was, it was really yeah, yeah. Which is what uh, it was for me when I saw him. I, so I he's the first one who shows up, right? Yeah. The first, yeah. Uh, yeah, so that's, yeah, that's the... It it's like Garfield showing up before Tobey Maguire. It was very just, it just happens. Like the scene begins. You said like, Garfield. <laughs> yeah. What? When you He's said Garfield, Garfield, my brain definitely went to a very different place. <laughs> you, you have that scene where he runs through the portal and takes off his mask and it's Garfield. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, John. My yeah, favorite was great. Small question about this scene. So he catches that brick. Like Daredevil's not like super durable. So would that brick not have broken his hand if he, um, reached out to catch no. it like that no no, no. Depends, if he, no. depends if he no. catches by decelerating his hand right because a because a person threw the brick and it went through a window and there was distance yeah, so probably going slower at that and he's point. um ah uh, yeah he's a strong boy for even for he a human right? strong as a guy yes yeah. well he's not super he's not like superhuman but he strong. trains he's a lot a strong boy yes yeah. like a that's right boxer yeah um, so he's strong and he's got the reflexes and he's got the super sense. So he would have been able to sense that well yeah. before he well, got the glass. It, it's probably worst case scenario. He has like no yeah. nerves in his hands either. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, that was a boxer, right? like, like, better though. Oh, his dad was a boxer. Yes. His dad I, was so like, I feel like I feel like you don't even have to be that strong as well. Just by just to if you actually manage to catch the brick by matching its speed first and then decelerating your hand. Yeah, that that would work. I don't think it's a problem that he catches the brick. Yeah. <laughs> I agree with Rags. Um, also, also oh, you could make the take. argument that the glass would have decelerated at some point. Yeah. Just that was, the impact. Yeah. yeah. This is going to be the part that's clipped and taken out of context to explain why we're a bunch of loser turbo virgins. <laughs> Virgil turbans. Uh, turbo don't wear a turban. Turban virgins. <laughs> anyway. I've never fucked a turban. <laughs> Yeah, because that's what you're Anyway, common. so because of the heat, they're moving in with Happy to avoid the... Because everyone knows exactly where Peter Parker lives, but um, they don't know that he's with Happy Hogan living in his apartment, in which uh, he's taken himself some Stark tech. The, uh, what is it? Like it's, it's called like the materializer or something. Fabricator. 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 
Um, which is funny. We, we could talk about that now, or we can talk about it later as, as an entity. Uh, it's up to you guys. We can talk about it later, because <laughs> it comes into play in a very significant degree in the story. Very well. So, we um, do that then. And so then we get um, MJ and Peter talking to each other, which I think it's be hard to deny this is the movie that does the most work with their relationship. Um, Easily. Mm -hmm. it's, uh, it's definitely trying to make sure we understand what it is that those two find meaningful about being with each other. Uh, yeah. And, uh, you know, a lot of the compliments he gives her are all very, like, sarcastic. And so the, the sub subtextually, it's like he's saying what he actually likes about her is not the things that he's saying. I thought it was a decent bit of dialogue conversation, and um, I like Happy's injections of comedy, but it sounds like we might have some different opinions on that. I don't know. I'm leaving it open. I'm fine he's with the it. least funny comedy character in the film, but I don't dislike him. I yeah, I don't... I just... He's fucking bumbling to me. Yeah, sorry, sorry. So, uh, I just I liked his You're comic. I thought, it, I thought it worked. I just felt like he was a bit more emotional slash uh, bumbling, where he's also supposed to be basically like the essentially the underdog CEO, you know, under this uh, Tony Stark like sub CEO type type of and guy, and he seemed like, he seemed a little incompetent. You remember what I mean, he's they do with him? But he doesn't do anything incompetent, right? Do you remember what they do with him in the yeah, other movies? Yeah, I mean, he's always like, I mean, in Homecoming, he doesn't realize that the stealth ship is taken by Vulture and a lot of stuff. He's not particularly competent throughout those as well, but... The reason why I didn't know that the, vault, the Vulture were taking the ship was because they made the high vacuum seal, and then once they got inside, they were able to deactivate the system. He's, yeah, and I wouldn't say he is well in the position he's yeah. in strictly for high competence. Rather, he's like a very caring person. He's, he's been good friends with Tony for so long, like for that's a long time. Yeah. The role, yeah. yeah. And um, he's not. He's not. He's not like incompetent or anything either. He's like, I, well, I certainly wouldn't call like, him come bumbling. On, man. Um, bumbling's. A, I think of, when I think of bumbling, I think of like Mr. Bean. Like, whoa, just get the. Oh, we've got to move to this. Oh, yeah, it wasn't oh, that oops. bad. I, with Happy, it's just that he, he's often lacking information, um, but he's still trying to do his best, sort of thing. Uh, yeah, go like uh, he, he's, he can be kind of, he can be like, I don't know, he can be sort of, he can give off a, an energy where he doesn't carry himself as if he knows what he's doing, but I don't find that he makes any stupid mistakes. Yeah, I agree with that. Yeah. Um, because if you remember, the, he gets, he, he gets haha, he's beaten up by uh, Scarlett Johansson in Iron Man 2, right? And he's like, I'm yeah. going to take you on. And he goes, oh, like, ow, ee. Like, 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 you could argue Iron Man 2 is using him as a like, punching bag. At the same time, it's like, yeah, she's black. Well, yeah, I was going to say, it's so. like, to be fair, <laughs> he's not going to be able to beat her. Um, like, you could do that comedy scene with any character who isn't also an Avenger, pretty much. Yeah, I mean, even at the end of uh, Iron Man 2, uh, they both go in and break it, and, and Happy beats one guy, whereas yeah. uh, Black Widow like took out like 30, <laughs> and he's like, yeah, I did so well, and then she's like completely cleared out the rest of the entire complex, so it's not too inconsistent, I just, it would have been kind of cool to like have him pull through and do something really, really smart or really, really key to the plot, he was just kind of background noise for the most part, it seemed like, but I don't know. I mean, he's me. he's very he's very caring and helping to our protagonists. Like, he lets them live in his home. Like, that's not a that's not something to be overlooked. Mm -hmm. but he's yeah. a very useful presence to have around. Well, and uh, I I mean, we'll talk about it later. But there's, there's some looks he gives at a certain scene that I find uh, was very meaningful, considering his role in Spider Man's life, and uh, makes you think for a second that you know, it's, it's, it's a, there's a bit of a 
surrogacy that could have happened there had things gone differently. Um, yeah, he could have been like a stepfather if things had gone differently, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, so then they find out, well, they go, that's when they go to the school, and then they end up on the roof, and they're just talking about their future plans. Everyone's pretty chill, and he said that um, the happiest he's been is when everyone he wanted to know that he was Spider-Man knew. Um, but now everybody knows, and it's just uh, it's, it's giving him the old stress. Uh, um, but still dealing with it. And then I think we get to the uh, the scene where they're opening their letters, their final letter, because we do the montage of getting the letters and being denied, but they've got the final one. And all of Ned, uh, Peter, and MJ get denied. And I think it, it does imply it's to do with their association with Spider-Man. No, it's explicitly their their Yeah, Ned says it. He reads it out. Oh, yeah, he okay. reads it out because uh, because of your recent controversies. Some, yeah, it was a reason. Yeah, exactly. Uh, it's like, unless he got his dick out on a train or something, I don't know what other recent controversy <laughs> that's going to be. <laughs> the dog, the dog backstory of Ned. <laughs> oh God! Like killed seventeen people while nobody was watching. Um, <laughs> and comes in the first bigger criticism that I have for this movie uh, Flash's entrance in the middle of this somber scene realizing their lives have been ruined because yeah. of, for doing yeah. nothing wrong Flash is like lol I'm funny Marvel look at me I'm track. funny I'm funny Flash look no, at me I'm funny Flash shouldn't have been in this film I, didn't... Sure. I fundamentally believe that yeah the MCU has a joke quota and this is one of those ones that they had to force in Yeah, so, yeah. which is yeah. weird I have because a novel out of nowhere <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I think the movie, for the most part, juggles the tones really well, but I, Flash yeah. needs to go. Get, get him out of there. Yeah. Yeah, when he shows up, it's like, I just know, are you just like some desperate running gag attempt? What is going I on? I mean, you're, he, he's supposed to be a bully. <laughs> Why isn't he a fucking bully? Jesus. Well, I mean, I mean, it's pretty cunty to like basically write a book to try and profit off of an association. Yeah, but that's one. just uh, like, like, look, the MCU's depiction of bullies is a little different from the bullies that I had to grow up with. I'm just saying. None of them, like, maybe, tried maybe, to be my friend and write a whole maybe, book on me, okay? That's, that's not uh, how that works. Jay Longbone, with all due respect, you're not Spider-Man. As far as we know. Yeah, I was gonna say, as I didn't know that. <laughs> but Flash is also not a bully, so... <laughs> not a very effective I don't know, one. if people... No, yeah. If people were writing books, if I got famous... Um, and people started writing books full of lies about how we had a personal relationship and profited a lot off, of money me. off of it. Yeah, I don't know. I wish you just. I wish you just called me a slur. <laughs> how relevant. Um, anyway, never yeah. heard you use the call so, slur. Meme. Peter spots all Halloween direction. Uh, the decoration. Sorry, is the little uh, good old good old wizard type of thing, and it's like oh. I could probably, and I'm pretty sure he's like explicit, he wants to just undo what Mysterio did and he thinks that Doctor Strange should be able to pull that off, and then, and it's just important to note, it, the damage will be undone. The damage being what's been done to his friends and family. It's not even specifically about him. Yeah, Yeah. He when he goes to Doctor Strange, and because this is right after, you know, they open the MIT letters and, you know, things aren't looking that great for him that's when it happens, which I think is really, really great for his character to establish that, that it's once his friends are affected by it, that's what pushes him over the, yeah. um, over the edge for going to get help like this. And uh, we find out that the Sorcerer Supreme is now Wong, because of course it yeah. is, because Strange was disappeared for five years. 
And um, it was brought up on yeah. Friday Night Tights, I think, that it's like, yeah, but it should go back to him, right? And it's like, I don't think so, actually. Um, I don't know how, Wong yeah, I don't know how that, how it works, honestly. Wong's pretty powerful. Well, um, let's just think about it as any normal job. He's been doing it for five years. You come back, it's like, well, I mean, I, I know I'm in the job. I'm doing it every day. I know all the people. I know what I'm doing. Like, you know, just passing it over. After really this film, sense, I'm certainly it. happy he's the Sorcerer <laughs> Supreme. Fuck it, I don't want Doctor Strange to be the Sorcerer Supreme. Yeah, fuck that. Fuck that. I just want to point out that uh, Halloween is directly responsible for nearly ending the multiverse. Hey. Oh my goodness. <laughs> Halloween's responsible for this movie, so I'm more than happy to <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, what, that. What would, he, what would have happened if the film took place at Christmas? Who would he have contacted then? The Christmas Santa. wizard. The snowman wizard. Santa. Yeah. Santa. <laughs> Santa. <laughs> Santa's immediately like, like my boy, you have to accept sometimes that you don't get what you want. <laughs> Doc Strange is like, oh, that's that's a way better. Yeah, yeah, that's actually way better. <laughs> Santa, you're so wise. Do you want to be the sorcerer supreme? He's <laughs> like, it's like, what do you want for your Christmas miracle, young boy? It's like, I want to make every the entire world forget, and through the magic of the multiverse, he's like, that's a hell of a Christmas miracle. What do you think what I am? Fuck? A wizard? Can I get you <laughs> some Legos, maybe? <laughs> I honestly can't fucking wait for Santa's solo film and then for his inclusion in the Avengers where we see him in the group shot with all the others. I would love that. Bam, 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 Santa's bam. public domain, right? We can do it. Yeah. Santa is Imagine public Santa domain. not being public domain. Imagine like Warner Brothers only or something. Oh my god. <laughs> Disney would totally buy that shit. Yeah. Well, happy birthday. The song is not is not public domain. That is actually a copyrighted song. You That's have to pay for it. That's true. By the way, uh, speaking of public domain, uh, the the public has uh, voted twelve hundred times on our Hawkeye poll. You could uh, maybe oh. you could take that. Take a look yeah, at that. Yeah, I suppose we should. Let's Ooh. check out the results, shall we, everybody? Um, oh, how do I how do I do this? End poll. There we go. Rags, would you like to read the results? I'd love to read the results. Is Hawkeye good? After one point two thousand votes. 72% of participants said, no, it is not good. Mm. That's pretty overwhelming. Well, there you pretty go. Pretty you 74, 74%, yes, 74% said no. The funny thing is, someone might say, like, well, that's a biased audience, isn't it? And I'd be like, well, I would prefer to ask the audience in favor of saying Phase 4 has been shite, instead of the audience that what says Phase 4 has been good. What other audience can we poll right now? Well, I'm just saying, even if we had access, I wouldn't necessarily want... The, the Twitter folk who love every single thing MSU puts out. Because you can't tell the difference. 1.2 hundred billion. So anyway. Um... I, heard, I heard someone recently say that the T'Challa episode of What If was good, or at least the episode two. I don't know if he gets any more episodes. And I remember thinking, I, it's much less meaningful to me when you call things good now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I don't really know how to do this other than for me to summarize the events pretty quickly and then we'll go back, okay? So that we we got a basis for those go listening for without it. any context. I know what you mean, so, yeah. Peter wants mysterious damage to be undone. Doctor Strange says he could do a forget-me spell for the whole world. Wong says, leave me out of it. Doctor Strange conducts the spell so quickly uh, that Peter, while trying to explain the parameters he was after, fucks it up, quote-unquote, and the whole spell breaks and then Strange says, get the fuck out of here. With lots of bits of dialogue we will talk about, but that is basically what happens. Yeah. Who wants to go first? <laughs> Let's talk about how fucking retarded that is entirely, please. Because <laughs> no one, no, you cannot, I don't want to hear a fucking thing from anybody about how that was in character or anything. It was shit. 
It was yeah. us to agree that it was shit. Yeah, it was, was really say, stupid and out of character for Doctor Strange, not for Peter. Yes, for Doctor Strange. It was for Peter. Like, wait, no, it wasn't for Peter. You're wrong. Fight, fight, no. fight, fight. You should. Why didn't they talk about the spell what? beforehand? Yeah, they both should have. Should have. Yeah, Doctor they Strange both should have. Doctor Strange. Okay, Strange so, told him about that so if Doctor Strange says I can just make people forget and then goes downstairs, Peter's probably just going to be thinking, "Oh, this is probably pretty simple." Then he's doing it right away. He didn't tell him anything. Exactly. Like, like they're both P idiots. Peter just says, oh, I need you. Peter just says, I needed to fix this problem for me. Doctor Strange is like, sure, and then heads downstairs. Yeah. Like, I don't like, see... Oh, see I don't see what the assumptions are. Like, like, wait, hold on. Spider-Man like, barely has no, any first, time to process first, that. And first then, he turned like, him down. First he turned him down. Yeah, and then suddenly he came up with some idea because of what Wong said. Oh, let's just erase their memory because that's not also... Like like gonna cause grave fucking issues. Uh, it, like well, that's because like going back in time or some shit. Grave issues can work if Doctor Strange tells grave you issues. that it can work. Yeah, but if oh. Doctor Doctor Strange oh tells you that it's gonna work and he's the Sorcerer Supreme and you don't know anything about magic and then he just immediately leads you to the dungeon. Oh, like what does that have to do with him talking during the spell? And Strange so clearly yeah. telling him to shut the yeah. fuck we're, up. We're not, so, so, <laughs> so what you're saying is that Peter should just accept this circumstance that he's now in of having yeah. everything deleted because he asked uh, for some help. Do you know? Like he just has to accept that. Um, I don't know how how relevant this will be. We'll see how it goes. But once upon a time, I I noticed one of my fillings wasn't quite stable. When I went to the dentist, they were supposed to be looking at something else. I was like, oh yeah, one of them, um, one of them might need some work. And she was like, okay, sit, sit, sit down. And I was like, oh, yeah, okay. And then she went, which one do you say? And I was like, oh, it was like bottom right or whatever. And she went in there with a little tool and started, uh, I don't know, flicking at it to get it out. And I was like, whoa, stop, 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 stop. What are you doing? And she was like, getting the filling out. Then I was like, are you replacing it today? And she was like, well, no, but if it's loose. I was like, no, it's not that loose. I don't... And, and like, she looked at me in a sense of like, you're about to hurt yourself by moving. And I was like, yeah, but I didn't know that, that we didn't talk about any of this. Like, we, we just started it up. I don't, I don't know what's happening. Like, I was like, no, 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 I'll keep it until uh, you're able to replace it on the day. Because I mean, I don't want it just to have a gap. Um, I think the same thing happened in this scene. He was like, give me the spell. No, give me the spell. Yes. Uh, oh, 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 really? And then he's like, follow me down the stairs. He's like, oh, okay. And then Dr. Strange just immediately was like, this spell is going to make everyone forget. Blah, blah blah blah, and then he's like, "Well, wait, wait, sorry, what? No, I don't, I don't want everyone to." And the idea that like, I, I really don't think Peter's out of character here at all. I think this is all Doctor Strange's fault. He's a kid who's asked for something that goes beyond his scope of understanding. Um, yeah, I, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not against that. I'm not like I'm saying Stephen Strange is definitely one of the like they're both idiots in this scene though. He like no, Stephen, Stephen, is Strange, not an idiot. Stephen Strange is wrong yes. for sending him down there in the first place. He should yes. have rejected him mm -hmm. and just throw him fuck yeah. out immediately. Agreed. Agreed. Now, yeah. now that's yeah. that's that's part but one. That's part one. <laughs> okay. That's part okay. one okay. of my problem. Hang on. We agree there. That's part one of my problem. The that's second the whole part problem. of my pro problem. Stop. No, it isn't. <laughs> no, <go laughs> Stephen Strange tells him to shut the fuck up during it tells him to shut the fuck up during the spell, and he doesn't. He keeps so fucking talking to... like an right. idiot. Well, wait, wait. So I'd just like to ask you. It's in the moment, though. He's about to like. Wait, wait. wait, wait, wait Jay Longbow, would, would you? Would you shut up? Would you? Yes, I would shut the fuck. Like, really? really? When when like, you're this, about this, to? Wait, 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 wait. Like, my power, my powers could possibly ruin the space-time continuum if I don't. You don't, you have no idea that that is the consequence. You all you know is you're just going to stop the spell. But um, if you were just yeah. you found out that all the people who love you are about to forget you ever existed, 
potentially, or the or parts of your life that oh, even no, no. exist that are significant. You're gonna lose, yeah, you're gonna lose memories of you. Not it's sig you it's significant, right? Like like but let's Peter, say it's also it's also Peter's responsibility to specify. Like Stephen Strange, like he's wrong too for sending for even so considering it. But that's a strange Peter problem. Like, look, all right, all right, look, look, look. I, you know what? Let I still want people I love to know, but everyone else, because yeah. he was on. Remember, he was that scene on the roof where he was talking about. Oh, it was the the best, best best time of my life is when all the people I loved knew. So why the fuck didn't he say? Oh, I still want people the people I love to know. Well, he's getting there. If, if you watch the scene, he, he so the first thought he has goes to is it Aunt May? Is the no? Is it Mary Jane? Is the first one. That's yeah, Mary Jane. Right? Yes, MJ. Yeah, and then he starts oh, cycling through. Well, well, actually, yeah. There's the fuck. There's there's all these people that I I still want to know. Like he didn't know this was happening. Doctor Strange went way too fast. I don't blame him. And the idea that it's like you're disrupting the spell. It's like yeah, I'm disrupting the fucking spell. Are you kidding me? I don't like, want you to cast it. I why want these not people just to say remember stop? Me. Why not just say stop? Stop for a minute. Well, I don't right, understand. Here's what, what I want. Well, you also have to remember. I felt. Oh, just tell him, ask him to stop the spells a little bit much. I think changing it completely. That's fine. Yeah. Not he telling him to, to change stop it completely. He seems intimidated by strange as it is. Yeah. I, I, I completely yeah, understand him choosing <laughs> to ask like, for edits. Is pretty authoritative. I, I don't know why you I don't know why you're laughing at the notion that he would be intimidated by Doctor Strange. He went there anyway and asked. Yeah, he, 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 he was so he was so intimidated. Yeah. He went there to, to no, ask him to no, just and he was, and he was very cautious and shy the whole way there through. Are, like there are yeah. different, yeah. Like when when He's I calling him fucking sir, like yeah, like intimidation. And he, and he was like weird. Mean, respect. He, he felt strange right. calling him Stephen. Like you could see, like you could see that he it felt a bit weird for him to go. All right, Stephen. Like that wasn't natural for him. Well, re respect is also making sure people know what you want before you. That's ask a Stephen problem, though. That's yeah. A, yeah this is a magic. I, he just, he's I, just it's magic. No, he doesn't know anything about magic. That's how half magic the works. problem. That's so, half the problem. He is. He is the authority figure in the situation. He should have known better. One hundred percent. Like I'm not denying that. That's not what I'm denying here. I'm just, you guys yeah, are no, denying we, we, Peter's we responsibility in the situation. Yeah, no he one is defending Doctor Strange. No one is defending Doctor Strange, so we can move past no, that. No, I'm saying I'm idea. saying you're like he's the only one who's taking the brunt of this responsibility. He should be like, the only yeah. one who takes the brunt. Street. Peter didn't do anything wrong here. Peter just he expresses incredibly in valid concern. I guess, I guess to just like well, that's what he found out. Of, so, well, I get, I guess to just like make it more clear in terms of the sequence. Hey, can we go back in time and change it? No. Oh, but the, uh, but there's a spell that I could cast that will fix it. And Peter doesn't know anything about magic, so it should Doctor Strange should explain to him the nature of the spell. And he starts casting it immediately. All, all the, the the only thing he had to explain was is like don't talk during the spell because you will change the spell. Like he oh, said, yeah, no, no. you yeah, change my spell. He, he knows that he wants the spell to be changed. There, yeah, that's why. Well, he's yeah, there's no going back if he makes everyone forget who's. Imagine the amount he loses with Aunt May, MJ, and Ned if if all of them forget anything interactions to do with him and Spider Man. Yeah, that's huge. Yeah, but like, yeah. keep in mind he loses it at the end of the movie anyway. That's like, not relevant. That's <laughs> meaningful. <laughs> He doesn't that's know. Why that's why it's a mutual sacrifice, because it's something that he doesn't want to happen. <laughs> if it was something he was cool with, it wouldn't be a sacrifice. That's yeah. what, I, that's what I'm saying. Someone in chat it's... just said, why is this lady so angry? <laughs> <laughs> We're all that's angry, what I'm damn saying. it. If it's, that's, what, that's what I'm saying. If it's so important to you, why didn't you specify? Because you didn't have a chance. That dumb kid shit doesn't work He said, I want to undo the damage that Mysterio has done, right? Which is actually more specific than what Doctor Strange does. 
Doctor Strange is broad. He's like, the world's about to forget that you are Spider-Man. He goes, wait, what? Because that's not what he asked for. That isn't what well, he asked I, for. That's to, right. to, to, be, to be fair, I don't think uh, Peter says anything about his relationships or family. And Doctor Strange and him were both blipped for five years. So I don't think that Strange assumed that he had many connections. And that, that's yeah, probably yeah, yeah. on Strange. Doctor Strange doesn't always know. believe that people Man. know he is Spider-Man. I'm not going to defend Doctor Strange then whatsoever. He's, he's, then right. Peter well, yeah, it's, well, it's not a defense him of him. It's just it's not as bad as it could be. He wouldn't have known. If Doctor Strange went into this knowing exactly how important all of this stuff was to Spider-Man... Then it would be but, worse, but it's not that bad. He should have asked, I, though. No, yeah, I agree. Yeah, because this is a very, very powerful yeah, and yeah. important it's, spell, not to mention insanely yeah. unethical. This is what we the, refer the, to the, the when we say that Doctor Strange was sacrificed on the altar for this movie. Uh, everything doesn't happen unless Doctor Strange is a fucking moron. Like, that's how it has to go. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, like, I, I don't think that Doctor Strange should have known all about uh, Peter's relationships, but the fact that he's so flippant about a, a universe. Uh, rewriting spell. What if it was is, like is really bad? What if yeah. it was fucking Wong who did this? Would that have fixed it? No, no Wong's um, not supposed not to do this either. Then now Wong's on the altar. Yeah, yeah. Wong's I, yeah I guess. I mean, we could I, I guess I prefer Wong to be assassinated than Doctor Strange. It might be. I guess. It might I be guess, worse. Yeah. If, it might be even worse if Wong did it because Wong is like cautious. Whereas no, that's true. You're right. He's a lot more willing to do things that are like. A bit more risky, like doing the reversing time right to stop uh, the the Dormammu. Yeah, it's more in character for Strange to do this because he fucked up with time in the but first. I still think it's too. drastically it's out of character. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's still stupid, but he's more in character than Wong would be because Wong would be more. Well, I mean, I guess I guess the way to fix to not assassinate any characters is just to have a new wizard for the scene. But like, it should have been Mephisto. Yeah, that's that's, that was the fix. Well, that that overcomplicates the story, doesn't it? No, no it doesn't. We can make no, it all work. Because if he does it and he wants to fuck with things and make things In crazy, fact, it'll help a couple of other things later yeah. on, too, if it's Mephisto. Because kind of like, wish, uh, be careful what you wish for, kind of devil. Yeah, we can argue that exactly. Mephisto exactly. was the true yeah. villain of this thing, just trying to make people, yeah. you know, give people what they want, but not what they want. I I still don't like the idea of mixing super tech suit Spider-Man with magic. I think that's kind of weird, to be to be honest. I think but it's cool. Had, oh, wait, I think it's cool. Jumping jumping ahead. Ahead. Yeah, we are jumping. But that's okay. way further ahead. we got so much more to talk about first. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I, I don't know if we need to talk about it more, but like my stance is Peter does everything I would expect Peter to do in this scene, and Strange is a complete moron. Uh, I, yeah. I don't take it. Uh, college brown kid doesn't know how to ask for something. Okay, he, he literally like, does. So when you go to get when, when you go to get something interrupt. when you go to get something done when you go to get something done do they you expect them to just know what the hell you want? Does this is why I brought up the dentist, house. right? That's I'm like, because they cut to another scene, Mallard. They didn't. I mean, it's, they didn't. It seemed as anxious as it was. They're going downstairs. What do you mean? Exactly. Like, the, there's no scene he has no of idea. like, okay. hey, all right, look. The point, the point I'm bringing up, he says, like, there may that, be a spell, and then he walks off. Know. He has no idea what to tell him yet, because he doesn't even know what spell's being cast. All he's been told is by Doctor Strange, I've got a spell that'll fix this. Like I told you with the dentist yeah. story, it's like, well, it's on Mola's character to have explained exactly what he wants to fill you. I was like, well, I didn't even know what we would, she just told me to do the stuff. I didn't know what was happening. I was just like, oh, well, this is the case right now. And then Doctor Strange just doing all this bullshit. And he's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. I don't want to erase the memories of all these people. By the way, can I? I well, then, Peter doesn't even have confidence in what he's asking like... for. I originally thought the time stone was going to do something. Someone that's in chat right, said, please stop yelling, metal. <laughs> I mean, hey, that's I can what just I'm yell saying. with Why everyone do... and still and no, no. 
Battle yell. Let's... Ah. I'm, just, I'm just saying, like, why did not why not just uh, tell them to stop after you hear that and just say, oh, well, I did. I still want these people, all these people, to he know who I am, except for all. But he kept talking time. while the spell was happening. He did not tell. Yeah, them that's to how stop you convey completely. information. That is on strange. That's not on Peter. Yeah. Well, I feel like the big thing that shouldn't be ignored is like, okay, now we've just started casting this crazy super duper spell, and now you've told me something that's kind of shocking. Like, I don't know that you immediately are going to make like the best decision in terms of, yeah, okay, stop, like, because you kind of want. <laughs> I, I don't know I don't know why you're laughing at that. Why are you fucking joking? Yeah. <gasps> this is like yeah when when something really important and grave is suddenly introduced to your mind, you're not going to instantly just accept it, know all the consequences, and react and in the most perfect react, react the best yeah, decision possible. Yeah. Stop. Does he even know if it could be stopped midway? I I don't Do know, you know that, that he knows. I don't that. know that. Yeah, yeah. he's. And he's panicking. He doesn't say stop. He voices his immediate concern, right? It says, Which yeah, which I think is a very natural thing to do when, when yeah. that. It's like, it's not, it's not just saying, okay, right, stop everything. It's like, wait, no, I'm concerned about this. Uh, maybe, maybe slightly later on, it would become more reasonable for him to say stop, but I don't think it ever became unreasonable that he didn't simply say stop. Yeah, I mean, as far as you know, yeah, what okay. Doctor Strange yeah, should have done is stop the spell. That's what that's what Doctor Strange Absolutely. should have done. Yeah, if there were any questions, they should have talked about he it. Should have, yeah, he, sh he should have said, "I'm going to cast a spell that makes it so that everyone forgets you are Spider-Man." This yeah. will affect and you, you. Cannot talk. Yeah, yeah. This will have grave effects on many anybody who knows that. Is there anybody you care about that you would like to be excluded from this spell? And that, by the way, is where I'd like to include an additional criticism of Doc Strange. He puts himself in the lack of memory group. He's going to erase his own yeah. knowledge, which is not only out of character, what the fuck are you doing? You need to explain to Peter what's going to happen at the end of this spell, which is, oh, hi, Peter Parker, why are you here? And he's yeah, like, yeah. uh, no what's reason. What's he going to tell Doctor Strange? Well, I, 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 think, I think what we're supposed to believe is that, um, I think that as an audience, we're supposed to believe that Strange thinks Peter... And knows that that's going to happen, which is really which dumb. Is absurd. Yeah, yeah. Well, and to be um, fair, I didn't what, know. I guess that's why he's not explaining it until um, I started thinking about the scene more and I rewatched it. That that was I, I thought Strange wouldn't include himself in the memory erasure, but he does. Now, see, you put in all caps, chat. Strange told him he couldn't well, stop after he started it. It's like so that's why they should have had a conversation beforehand, and Doctor Strange needed to initiate that because all he did was lead him to the dungeon and then just start yeah. it before he had a chance to protest. Especially yes. because apparently it's super easy to do it if you know what you need to do. And he if very easily... Um, do, yeah, yeah. Just, he like, very easily... Like, like, if it was, like, really difficult to, like... If it was, like, like maybe even impossible to have exceptions, like, it just erased everyone in the world's memories, then I feel like we'd be getting closer. Uh, well, would, uh, would, and he fixed, edits the spell really easily. Like, you ask him for an edit, yeah. and then he does it, and then we carry on. And it's like, well, now I want another <laughs> edit. It seemed pretty easy to do, and he's like, stop it. And it's like, look, you're about to erase the memories of the people I love. Like, I'm gonna try and stop you, Saws. Mm-hmm. Because you would think after yeah, we, the first correction, he would just go, okay, we're not continuing the spell until you give me a list of exactly. exceptions. I'm not yeah, offering this spell six times. Go home, think about it. This is important. I mean, you think we're at least Unless the spell can't be cancelled halfway like, through or something, in which well, case, like, it's so done with him to start it. So, yeah, but yeah. it's not. That's, that's what I just said a minute ago is, yeah, this, the spell can't be stopped when it starts, which is why they shouldn't have started the spell without yeah, having a conversation. Absolutely. But more specifically, Doctor Strange shouldn't have started it because Peter didn't know anything about this spell. He, didn't he does stop anything. the spell 
a little bit before right, he starts he back it, up he, again. He and that's when it, like, the problem starts. It seems yeah. like he pauses it and he can't, like... He I thought can't, he was like, editing it. I didn't think he was no. pausing it. Yeah. yeah, I thought he restarted it, like he didn't drop it. I'm not sure. Yeah, because he, like, spins the circle and then carries on. Yeah, like, there's two circles and stuff. like a refresh. Yeah. It is bad writing, but it's Doctor Strange who gets ruined, not... Yeah, we're just clarifying Peter's in the clear as far as we're concerned. Doctor Strange is done, though. I'm not worried about it. He does dumber shit anyway. All right. We'll get to it. We'll get to it. So, yeah, then comes... By the way, at this point... At this point, the spell is only that they forget he's Spider-Man, not who Peter yes. Parker yeah, is, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. that's okay, right. Okay, okay. Is that well, to, so, issue? I well, think to address no, common, I was just wondering, I just didn't remember. To address a common criticism people have, and I feel really bad that they make this criticism, but it's fine. We just kind of have to get it clear and address it. Some oh, people no, say, you're not going to talk about... Some people oh, say, all Peter has to do is oh. retell him that he's Spider-Man. There's literally no consequence no! for this. Oh, no, 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 Don't say this. Well, you know, don't if, say if any of you guys want to take it, then. <laughs> the oh. criticism, go ahead. Imagine all of the people who visit nursing homes and hospice care every day on this planet who have to remind their parents and tell their parents... I'm your son. I'm your daughter. You're my parent. We've had generations of time worth of experience together. There, I've reminded you. Problem solved. It's the experience that makes the knowledge meaningful. Yeah. Um, um, a lot of their experience together as people are like, like how much shit have they been through together? Um, post that knowledge. Like Ned existing. and Peter, how much? How much have they been through together? Where like Ned is helping Peter as Spider Man, or they're talking about the fact that he is Spider Man. It's like a huge aspect of their friendship is gone. It's not simply right. a piece of knowledge. Oh, yeah, all the associated. Okay, all right. Be let's, let's let's pause. Right, we've already got a couple of people saying that's totally different, and that's Alzheimer's. We're talking about magic. All right. So first off, all you guys who said that you're fucking retarded, get a goddamn life. <laughs> so let's go through this. Right, you are having people's entire memories completely wiped out as it pertains to a very important person in your life. If you can't see how that is a very clear and direct, so, par direct parallel to Alzheimer's and losing your memory of a like a, a son or a daughter or a loved one, you're fucking retarded. I don't know what to say. You're insane. So you're Rex, people are going to say people are going to say that they're not losing their memories of Peter. They're just forgetting that he is Spider Man. To which, which we can clarify uh, a lot of memories. Wow. Yeah, um, everything that's important. So Everything that, that a lot of their shared experiences require the knowledge that he is Spider-Man. Like, yes. Like, yeah, remember yeah. all the time, like, wait, like, Ned describes himself as Peter's guy in the chair. Like, that's a huge part of their relationship well, that goes like, away without the information like that he is Spider-Man. To make it more clear, throughout all of Homecoming, Ned knows and deals with the Spider-Man aspect of Peter. And all that's gone. That, and all of that's gone. You can't just re-explain that to somebody. It's gone. So, we're all jumping of the meaningful... Ahead. Yeah, the relationship is fundamentally gone. different because yes. he is Spider-Man. Exactly. Like, like, um, like you know, imagine, uh, imagine someone that you know that you share like a big secret with, uh, and you erase their mind of all information pertaining to that secret. Right? Your your relationship is going to be different. And like, let's say, you, you know, I, I don't know if there's if, if many people are going to have like a, as easy as a parallel. I know, like, um. No, I, it's hard to think of an easy parallel for this kind of thing. I think I might help. I think I can help you out there. The, the only reason that I know Mahler and I know Fringy and I know Jay and I know other Jay and I know all of the people that I've met through EFAP 
is because they know me through my alter ego. That's true. That's it. And if we got rid of that, Um, that that would go away. I would never know uh, Muller. I would never know Fringy. I'd never know J and J. I'd never mm-hmm. know everyone, anyone. And he would it's not all, be able to re-explain all of this to yeah. us. No, you can't just disappear. re-explain that. Um, I, I was going to say, what it, like if someone said you'll erase all interactions post knowing which state slash country everyone in this call is from. The second I found that out, everything post that is gone. I'd be like, holy shit. I don't actually know how much or, I'm about or to at least, lose. Or at least, um, yeah. at least, maybe not gone, but at least like irrecognizably altered in a way that it means yeah. you no longer know. And right? in a way, it's almost scarier in, like, in the in fact like... that I now know that there's, we've got loads missing. I don't even know what's missing. Yeah, so like, if I if if, if someone tried to erase um, the memory from me that you are the host of EFAP, right? Like, that's that's the context under which we like first met. Uh, that's yeah. a context under which like we spent loads of time together. Like if I if the memory that you were the host of EFAP or that you were on EFAP was gone from my mind, I would be losing a lot more than simply that information. And you couldn't yep. simply retell me, yeah, I host um, EFAP, by the way. I want to address someone who said, Are you expect me to believe he thought about it to that extent and didn't have that clearly stated immediately when he speaks to Strange. What he asks Strange to do is undo what Mysterio did. That's different. Yeah, and then and then Doctor Strange says the world is gonna forget that you were Spider-Man. It's like, man. That's, That's not what, not he asked what I for. asked. <laughs> like, Let's pull back our aim a little bit. Yeah. Oh, oh. Let's also be clear. Yeah, I am. I am really a dog. I meant like the the name in my alter. The name, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. It's just mm-hmm. yeah. I'm still really a dog. Yeah, it's just. Now this might be jumping ahead a little bit, but I had a question about that. Um, in the end, uh, we probably don't want to talk about the end yet. But um, the original, the original wish or spell was for everyone to forget that Peter Parker. Is Spider-Man, but at the end, everybody forgets everything about him. Is that yeah. an extension of the spell, or is that the same spell? Because that was a, I was a little. He says cast a new spell. That. It's a whole yeah. new spell. New spell. Yeah, okay, fundamentally good. different. It's because, um, because... erasing all knowledge of Peter Parker from the universe, basically. Yeah, I'm also okay, pretty sure yeah. the first spell is just Earth localized. Yeah, because also like, the whole world his best friend forget, and MJ yeah. knew him before MJ and his best friend knew him before he became. Uh, known as Spider-Man, so huh, that's that's, that's you. You raise an interesting point there, Metal. Because if it was Earth-specific, yeah. does that mean exactly. maybe if the Guardians came back, that they would know who he is? I was about thought? to bring that up. Yeah, Ooh, that I, I wrote that down while I was while I was, I was watching it. I was like, oh, this is only Earth localized. Well, but then is at it, the end, is it specifically Earth, or is well, he says the whole? He just says the, the whole, whole world. world. I mean, that doesn't necessarily mean planet, right? Well, that's the, point, that's the point term. Meadows making is maybe it is just yeah. right, 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 right. But it doesn't matter at the end, anyways, because we don't get that spell. Because at the end, it says everyone is going to forget who you are. So it's like, okay, cool. well, so we don't yeah, have that I, anymore, I anyways. Hmm. I don't know if it's intended to be just Earth, but it, obviously it doesn't because other everyone from other dimensions comes for Peter Parker, including all of those weird extra dimensional beings at the end. So I don't think it was localized. It couldn't be. Oh yeah. The, the last one certainly isn't. Be, I think uh, people like people from Earth from other universes. Cause you see like Scorpion. So like Scorpion from another universe, I guess. Rhino was also there. Rhino. Yeah. So it's still people from Earth. What about they the TVA? Let's not, like... shall we? No, let's, let's <laughs> not. Yeah, no, 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 no. Are we not mentioning? Are we not mentioning them all today? Or? I don't think we've, I, we're ever no. going to look at anything from the MCU in future and judge it with the knowledge of Loki. We can't. Of the TVA, oh, we can't. Man. It's <laughs> irreconcilable. 
Uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, so also I'll, the back up the argument against um, people not being able to be told about their relationships being that's that's flies in the face of the critique that you guys had about uh, uh, Loki, like episode one, where he's like told that he becomes yeah. a Gooden, yeah. Goodman and everything like that. That's yeah. the same idea. Like you can't be you can't be told your experiences and become the same person. Like, well, yeah, it's all the experiences playing. Um, yeah. It, yeah, all those experiences that crafted the relationship between Peter and MJ and everybody, if those didn't happen the way they did, they might not even even fall in love at the end. Because th those was a very specific sequence of events with very specific emotional moments that led to them becoming, you know, together. But without that, they may not even like each other. Who knows? Yeah. Um, all but... knowledge of Peter is erased. How does he even apply for college at that point? Yeah, it's quite a sacrifice to make. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we, we can talk about that as well. He's lost um... everything. And I... I guess, um, so, because th that comment was sort of in relationship to it, but I assume that part of the nature of the spell is that it also changes evidences in the world of this character's it would, existence. It like their yeah, it yeah, numbers. To, yeah, so I, to, yeah. Yeah, I, I assume that is part of the spell. So I'm, I have no issue with that being a part of the spell. Yeah, that's the um, one thing. Like uh, all the records and personnel records. Well, I mean, in terms of too. in terms of world building and the power of this magic, it is fucked. That that's part of the spell. That strange can just like do holy that. shit! It, this is some incredibly yeah, powerful magic. Yeah, yeah, it, magic it's, to it's remove all physical or mem remembered evidence of something. Yeah, like, that that's that part. Fucked, just, yeah, don't piss off Doctor Strange. Yeah, yeah, I believe it's part of the like, spell. Yeah, Doctor Strange is a fucking god. Well, and like, I do yeah. wonder about the implications of it. Like, I wonder how that looks if you have a files just missing information and certain things, or is it changed to account for the fact that it never existed necessarily? You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, it's, I mean, do you have like a Star Wars situation? Like, yes, the yeah, I don't effect know. of gravity remains, but the planet not there. Mm. <laughs> so there's like this. Let me ask the younglings. <laughs> yeah, because like just, the, just yeah. his effect on the world. The knowledge, like you know, me, me and Rags send texts back and forth. We're like, oh my god, can you believe that guy Peter Parker was Spider Man the whole time? No way. That conversation has to either change or disappear, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah spell, it's 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 part of the spell. I can buy it, but that just creates all the problems of oh, yeah. you can't oh. do this because it it has to fo logically follow that if everyone forgets about Peter Parker, then all of his information disappears. It's one of those things where we could speculate for a long time trying to figure out any system that might work because that is the system oh, they're using. One. The one of, you guys figure it out, we're not telling you how this works. Yeah, yeah this spell is um, easily my biggest I, complaint about the movie because like every single photo, every single record, every single video, MJ's phone has to be magically wiped of very specific information. No, no physical belongings of Peter's could, could exist in any of these places, like photographs, photo, photos on the wall, uh, a picture of Peter in oh, just like wallet, anything, birth certificates, yeah, yeah, backups, stuff. digital information, uh, physical files, all of that had to be gone. If Doctor Strange that, that, had that spell, pretty... he could have deleted Ultron from like that's the one. Of, if he it makes to. me wonder about yeah. villains, man. Like, what, yeah. what if you erase a villain's memory? Wouldn't that like make them inert, basically? Yep. Yeah. yeah, you could essentially erase their evil, right? Just make them a vegetable. Erase, their... erase everything in there. And like, what are the limits yeah. of this universe-altering ability? Like, it, it seems pretty useful. It seems either... It's, it, it's fucked that it exists, pretty much. It I is, think so. Yes, it is, it is totally and fucked that it exists. May I just it say... It insane uh, problems. Team Mordo, take down Doctor Strange before he destroys everything, dude. 
<laughs> Do it, buddy. Believe in you. Um, yeah, it's an interesting perspective uh, with this Doctor Strange movie that you're like, oh, Doctor Strange clearly cannot. He's like a villain, mm-hmm. a super villain, a horrific super villain. <laughs> well, I mean, I guess it. when we see when we see evil Doctor Strange in the next movie, um, <laughs> well, like, well, if he doesn't use that spell to totally fuck everything up, he's probably missing a trick, huh? And this, this is... also has bigger implica- implications because, like, the the fight between him and Peter, Doctor Strange should have wiped the floor with Peter. I'm sorry, there's no way that hey, fight hey, goes hey, away. Hey, hey, uh, hey, 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 way hey. too far ahead, way too far. <laughs> It's like the next scene. Do you know how much Eddie anyway, knows? Well, no, the next scene at all. No, no. We're far away from that one. Um, oh yeah, you're right. Yeah, all you're of right. us are itching to make some points. Okay, you got to wait. You got to be in a queue, <laughs> the British way. Um, <laughs> also, as for that tweet, uh, Rags, that comment, I couldn't find that on his Rotten Tomatoes thing. I'm not sure if that's real. Let me take a look. If you can find I, the original, uh, let me, let me then uh, we can well, we can yeah, read yeah. it out because I don't I don't want to read it out if it's just fake. Let's see here. Um... Well, you have, yeah. you have oh, I've line. seen that. I think I, I think that is real. I've seen, I've certainly seen it around before. Need proof, evidence. I couldn't find it on Rotten Tomatoes. That can't be looking. real. Well, it I, can't I be. could, I could believe oh, it. No, but, like, I couldn't, now. Come on. I yeah, that's the it. thing. Um, does he have a? Does he write things for anyone, or does he just? I think it's I think, a, from his own. I think website. it would be taken well, yeah, review. You would just go to Rotten Tomatoes and look at critics. That's what I did, and I saw his, and it wasn't that. Uh, I think Sophia Nowitz shared that, so I guess and she's see. like. Rotten I think she's a pretty tomatoes. reputable source for that kind of thing. Yeah, but why would you take that screenshot with a Nokia phone? True. <laughs> uh, it is look awfully distorted. Uh, yeah. Let me go to. Yeah, that's the best way to find it would be to go. Maybe, to maybe he no deleted it in a, in a shocking moment of self awareness. <laughs> Maybe. Yeah, oh, no, that shit. So this is this this movie has a ninety four percent from critics and a ninety nine from audiences. Yeah, I'm not surprised by that. Just, yeah, I, right. I, of I don't think I am surprised. I've seen a lot of adoration uh, for this film. As a big crowd please on that one. Definitely. Uh, well, just just because I, I got it. Just... I was gonna say you don't need to just just have a look. If you find it, let us know. Uh, we'll just carry on. So. We got sure thing. the uh, the then then Doc Strange says something that possibly annoys me more than I, I'm not sure which annoys me more about him in every single scene he's in. He he pisses me off consistently, but he says, um, "Wow, Peter, you came to me to brainwash the world before even trying to make an appeal with the board." And then Peter's like, "Whoops, yeah, I, I guess I probably should try that first. And then he shuts the door on him, and I'm like, "Bro, you're the one that fucking did all of this." You're, you're the yeah. one that brainwashed the world. Are we going to talk about the ethical implication? No? So okay. Like... Um, yeah, just to make sure, because I'm not sure if we mentioned it explicitly. Ethically, it was really fucked up to change everyone's minds about a thing because someone's life's getting hard. Like, to literally yeah. alter what our memories are. That's really fucked. I think it would have been really cool if Strange would have t- uh, taken, like a, like, a mentor figure and just helps him out dealing with all of this. That's like a... Plot device yeah, but that doesn't get us a story making... I, I, I know, I know. You I think know that would have been in character too, because because Strange probably feels partially responsible that he led them in Endgame to the correct route, which led to uh, Stark's death. So he probably feels you could you could wind that in, yeah. That. And the fact that he didn't show yeah. up for Westview or for Far From what was even Strange doing? I don't know. 
yeah doing something with uh, i guess they had to clear all that snow but not like they're wizards or anything they had to clear all that snow in their place yeah, yeah they had to use a little yeah, snow shovels <laughs> shang chi uh he gave shang chi an eight out of ten Doctor strange he gave two he gave movie bob gave shang chi an eight out of ten he mm -hmm. gave the suicide squad a seven he gave black widow an eight. Oh boy okay Jeez, what a are those the only the two numbers seven. he knows? No, I'm just that's, reading that's it. Those are just those are just the only two numbers he knows. That's why. Makes he sense. gave Mortal Kombat a three and Cruella a six. <laughs> He's very reliable. He's a very reliable critic. <laughs> what a what a fucking bizarre person. Um, he has the best way I've ever seen of like making adding a bunch of words to a sentence and making no sense whatsoever. Like, <laughs> I can't read a sentence. Well, a lot like, of people have that sense. skill, to be fair. <laughs> well, this is his real quote. It's Hollywood's most awkward co-parenting exercise concludes for now in an overstuffed, but no, by no means uh, unsatisfying feature. That's one part payoff <laughs> machine for 20 years worth of Spider-Man history. One part way too meta franchise management exercise. What the fuck does that mean? He gave Sonic a two. Really? He gave I mean, Birds Sonic of Prey a nine. Ugh. Oh, fuck's sake. A nine out of ten. I don't know if there's many nines uh, on here. There's a couple nines, but... Well, he, can, you, can you sort by his highest can rated can movies? Can you please just, to do? I need to see this. Uh, <laughs> this is just going. This is going from the blurbs because the the read mores they link to his YouTube videos on them. Yeah, that there's is. The, there's his, link to all his uh, videos. Let me see if I can rate by. I can. So. I just linked to all of his reviews. If you want to look at them? Yes, thank you very much. Yeah, Birds of Prey is a nine. Eternals is an eight. Shang Chi is an eight. Black Widow is an eight. Man, he, he like gave Free Guy a nine. He's the perfect what? Disney mark, huh? Free Guy a nine out of ten. Fuck I'm... that! He gave Army of the Dead a seven. No. What? Why would you? No. What? Uh, could be a holy fat. Listening to Movie uh... Bob's opinions and just <laughs> com confusing inside. Yeah, I'm gonna uh, skip guess, that one. I I'm... guess what? <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god, anyway, yeah, guess what? Guess a quiz. On, okay. Guess what score Movie Bob gave Ooh, this movie? That could be fun. Everyone, stop looking! Everyone, yeah, stop, stop looking, everyone. Um, we got Spider Man to talk about. We're already at two hours. Yeah, yeah I, actually, you know what? I, 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 I tried, but it didn't work. Yeah. Are we we're, we're not even, we're like a sixth through now. the movie at two hours, guys. Yeah. <laughs> Sweet. That's a sixth. We're doing well, stream. guys. We're doing very well. But yeah, I think it would have been, would have been cool if they. Would have worked together from the get go, and not with this weird spell shenanigans. <clears throat> make some outside force, makes fuck something up like the spell yes. they do. And just then, all of this. I think they could have just had man. like cool banter with with each other because the few scenes they just normally talk to each other later. I think they're like pretty alright. Yeah, there's some there was, stuff there was I don't hate to work with there. I don't hate everything about Doctor Strange in this movie. Not everything. Yeah, we'll get there. Um. Yeah, so, but I think that, 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 that's the way I, they I would, joke. It's like, ugh, it's not. I not would good. argue that uh, per Doctor Strange the movie, um, he is kind of characteristically reckless. If you see, like, well, I mean, his whole mm. his whole entire arc is based on him being reckless. He's a little reckless as a as a surgeon. He's he's arrogant. He drives way too fast in the mountains. He almost loses his entire reason for existing because of that. So I would say that that's kind of 
there, I but think they didn't that's a I, I diversion too far. at that too point. Far. The um, what we see in Infinity War seems to me more definitively Doctor Strange at that point in his arc, which is I've been tasked with taking care of the world. I will not risk anything happening catastrophically to the world for any one person. That's not happening. Yeah, I would agree that he's evolved past that. Like this, if this happened, let's say halfway through Doctor Strange, the original movie, I'd be more on board. But he's definitely mm -hmm. changed um, since then. Because in Doctor Strange, he gets to choose between going back to the surgery life or becoming someone who protects Earth, and he chooses Earth. So, I just from that point on, I don't believe he's like, <laughs> let's do a spell. It'll be fun. No Ooh. way. No, no way. Yeah, I. Oof, it hurts. Yeah. the altar. I know we said we weren't going to read any more movie Bob quotes, but I have one more that I think you all enjoy. Uh, <laughs> Rachel Wise has a little farm with several adorable Kunakune uh, pigs. Film of the year thus far, 8 out of 10, Black Widow. <laughs> well, when the man is right, right, the man is right. Of course he loves pigs. <laughs> he relates to them. Oh. He relates to I'm waiting for Friggy to be like, hey, pigs are cool. He's not. I, like... I was actually wondering whether or not I was pigs are cool. Bob, but they are. Representation. Are I'm, oddly, that pig they... from Black Widow did look like him. Oh. If you <laughs> go back to no, Come on. And, and just like Black Widow. Poor pig alone. No. He got choked out. He got suffocated by a monster. Like, he's suffered enough. Maybe, no, she maybe Black herself. Widow... Right. Maybe Black Widow was like meta commentary on how like you know Disney can just flip his uh his review on and off uh from you know fresh to rotten just like the pig was be able to turn on and off from breathing to not breathing you know it's meta commentary. Themes. In a um, sense. You got, we we good we we carry on. We doing it. Let's continue. Or go ahead. So, uh, Spood decides to try and contact the admissions lady and appeal to her himself. He gets the information through Flash, who just says she's just left to go to the airport, I think, from presumably yeah. wherever. Uh, so on his way, he contacts her, get a little bit of a startup of an awkward conversation, and then the spider sense starts tingling, doing its little lingly flangles. Bum, bum, bum. Uh, now I want to yeah. highlight, I nobody specific, all right. And if this applies to you, don't worry about it. It's fine. But a lot of I saw a lot of criticism being like. Fucking shitty MCU Peter once again activating and deactivating his suit right in public because he just doesn't care about his identity. It's like the whole world knows um, who he is. Wait, what? <laughs> yeah, like clearly they already that. know. So I don't know why that movie. got said. I know a few specific things. There's no point in me saying them. I just when I saw it, I was like, I don't understand. <laughs> why, why would he bother at this point? Uh, I, one one I, little I like detail I like. Little kiddos like Peter Parker. Cool. One little, one little detail I really liked. Um, one, one detail I really liked about that is that um, when he was in his suit and then he got out of it and he was like trying to be Mister Interview Man, uh, his like suit was all wrinkled and his shirt underneath say, was all wrinkled yeah. for the rest of the day. I thought that was a good detail. It's a great detail. Yeah. Also, this is the first time we get like a spider sense sound effect in the MCU, which I, I thought was a neat. It's just a little neat well, pick there. It's like a bit of a callback to the Raimi films. Without going into more detail, I love the spider sense in this film. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. a bit more Do we know if um, it's a fun way of adding think, If we're talking about who arrives, is it contrived that they end up in the same place, or is it um, I think is Doc Ock only was there as a him result down, right? of Peter being there? Right. Okay. That was, I wanted to check. Um, I do have a question about Doc Ock because he is not aware that this is what Peter Parker looks like in this film, but 
it, wouldn't his face be everywhere at this point or presumably um, is there... we have doc ock got disoriented from having teleported went to where his machine should be in um the location from the raimi films found it's not there nor is his like hideout and so immediately started hunting down peter as the person who's stolen his machine um you could argue but he didn't see his face on the way over there well you you could argue not only that but also shouldn't he just be looking for information in general because everything will look different yes this yeah. is a new universe so surely he would have tried to get some information somewhere along the way that would have given him quite the realization you know um, but he seemed, yeah, they, they treat it as though he's just arrived from having been teleported. And I guess that's a possibility. Um, I'm trying to think of how that would make sense, like, in terms of does it follow? Um, because the I, other people I just mean, teleported randomly, because, like, wasn't Venom in Mexico or something, or South America? I don't know how that follows. Yeah, that was something. Definitely somewhere um, south it's of probably, the border. Fair to imagine there was a couple people who got teleported in that we never even saw because they're just so confused, you know? And mm -hmm. doing not Because I, I think Venom had a, what you could call a normal reaction than a lot of them. They all seem to be like, Yeah. Rawr, just well. had a drink. Yeah, he just goes to a bar. He's like, The fuck is happening? <laughs> Do all the people. Did all the people from the train in Spider Man 2, did they come through the. Oh, God. <laughs> Uh, oh, no. <laughs> well, the thing is, maybe, you know, maybe. Well, yeah, they could have just I, been going assumed, around like, what, how, what's going on? What, where am I? Oh, my God, what's happening? Uh, how <laughs> were the story it, of those people? Because they know what it looks what is, like. That doesn't mean that they know who he is, right? Yeah, they don't know that he's Peter Parker. Oh, uh, yeah, I, su they don't yeah, I suppose. Unless yeah. one of them managed to find they know. Out. They know Spider-Man is a guy, like a white guy with brown hair. That's what they know. Yeah. In yeah, but, but they, they, they might not the... even recognize him if they saw him on the street, to be honest. Maybe. I Maybe. guess it depends. Some of them might. Like, if they could put a face to well, the Spider-Man. how good a memory they have for faces, right? Because, like, if yeah, I saw I a dude one time on a train, even if it was, like, an important experience for me, I probably wouldn't be able to pick him out again from a crowd. Uh, that's just not a skill Maybe. I have. Whereas, you know, I, I guess some people probably can. It, it depends on the individual, but like I, said, just, I, I feel like it's probably not enough for them to get in this spell. They might have walked around the world. Knowing Peter Parker is Spider-Man. They might have walked around the world for 12 hours. They went to a police station or maybe tried to contact their versions of themselves. You know, shenanigans might have happened in the 12 hours they had, or 12-ish hours. Yeah, there could just be like, there could just be a fun side story where a guy yeah. meets an alternate universe version of himself, like... <laughs> Um, oh, it could be like a tragedy where his life is terrible in the old universe, but in this new oh, one, he meets a girl, they fall in love, they're really starting to kick things off. You know, he he's just he, he finally things are starting to look up and then he disappears and go back to it back to his shitty universe. No, he's like, no I want to stay. Cool that, that should be a really interesting uh, subplot is if one of the characters that the uh, alternate universes fall in love with, like say uh what was the girl in Amazing Spider-Man? I forget her name. Uh, Gwen Stacy. Gwen Stacy, yeah. Gwen's like, what funny. if she was alive in this universe and then he didn't want to leave? That'd be an interesting subplot. I mean, I don't want to be backseat writer, but that. Would yeah, I, feel, I mean, I feel like they wouldn't be able to fit it in, but it could be the uh, kind of interesting thing to do in a story, right? Yeah. I don't feel it fits in this movie, but it's it's a neat concept to work with. Yeah, this, said, the story's already very full, but that would have been kind of cool to explore. I'm sure, I'm sure something like that's been done somewhere. That's ringing bells for me. Oh, oh, it's um, it's Doctor Who season two, Cybermen one. Uh, they do that. That's the plot line in that. Yeah, that, 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 that's the story. You can watch that if you want. Fringy, what's the Simpson episode that does this? Uh, <laughs> it, would be drama. it wouldn't be Simpson. 
Uh, yeah, Mike's Unless it was Treehouse of Horror or something. Maybe. We, we need to invite Mike Staclasa over here to tell us which Star Trek episode this is, too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, I, I it does feel like a very natural Enterprise. premise. I could believe it's been done a few times. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, oh, but like because uh, there is that one episode in season one uh, where the people from the past are awoken from cryogenic slumber, and one of them only cares about his business and his stocks. And then he has to come oh, to grips yeah. with the fact that all that stuff doesn't exist anymore. Well, there's yesterday's Enterprise where Tasha Yar falls in love with the past version, with that past guy on the Enterprise C, and then he chooses to go back in time with yes. um, him. Yeah, so that yeah to stop the the uh the romulan uh yeah war with uh yeah yeah the hey, so federation I'm, yeah I, this is a bit of a tangent but i just pulled up twitter oh we're there we're there fringy <laughs> <laughs> fantastic, fantastic four was on the tab trending and i clicked on it and i'm happy because it's all people like oh hey john watts is doing that that's gonna be a cool movie yes yeah. finally appreciation for the man appreciative yeah, yeah. finally i'm right underrated at this point I mean, yeah, I, I disagree with that. Uh, so, this the, the Doc Ox theme starts playing with the spider sense, and just Raimi, Raymoids start to coom, which is fair. Raymoids, oh no, Raymoids. Hey, I could, I could be considered a Raymoid. I was really happy to listen to that theme coming in. Cool. Um, Sam and theme come back later too. And like, I love a lot about Doctor the. Well, Doctor Octavius, I guess the, um, I guess the the sound effects of all of the tentacles and the the clanking, the like how consistently we'll have at least two of them focusing on movement and stability while the other two are like attacking, and then the different ways mm. the tentacles make use of, uh, the environment and just everything to do with the person he's trying to attack, like uh, this the the interesting ways he'll use the tentacles to do all kinds of different things, um, obviously Molina. And his commentary in the fight is just fun to listen to as well. And uh, yeah, I mean, we can't deny. It's just like, man, we haven't seen him for like 20 years. Yeah. He's like 68 now. He did oh. a pretty good, like, I don't know <laughs> if they did time. a bunch of de-aging or whatever, but like, yeah, the oh, they, they did de-age him. It yeah. looks pretty good for the most part, I think. Yeah, I was surprised. Oh, yeah. He's, he, um, he doesn't look like he missed much time since Spider-Man 2. It's a good reminder of a really fucking cool Spider-Man enemy. Um... Yeah, Doc Ock is awesome. And, uh, and I liked how he's like the one that was actually being able, was able to be redeemed at the end, pretty much. I mean, I guess Sandman mm -hmm. too, I suppose, but he was like the really strong redemption arc there. At the I end, think everybody I think. wanted that. And, Everyone, and yeah, yeah. We'll, yeah, probably yeah. Talk, we'll probably talk about it more I, later, but like Molina, yeah. the acting, or like the immediate awesome. switch in demeanor, the immediate switch mm -hmm. that it's so clear when he gets yeah. fixed up later, like that he's a different person. I love it. So good. Yeah, something relating to the tentacles is that um, we almost, um, I would need to rewatch a little bit more thoroughly, but uh, there's almost like an excuse here for why the tentacle blade is not. You say almost. Um, that implies, <laughs> yeah. Is it almost or is it just definitive? John Watts has it answered the is. tentacle blade question. It doesn't yeah, work I'll, on the It doesn't work on Iron Spider. Yeah, I'll see everyone hates. And also, um, he has to restrain Peter from using his own arms before he can get a good shot in with the tentacle blade. So he can't just press Peter down and activate it to begin with. So there's like mm -hmm. two things going there. 
Yeah. I was really impressed watching him fight people and his tentacles. It They really did seem like a natural extension of his body at this point. He was yeah. clearly used to having them and using them. It was yeah. really cool. It I was just cool to watch him. Yeah. yeah. Dude, I'd love, a, I'd love a set of Dr. Octopus tentacles. I'd like them too. That'd be yeah. cool. Pop them on. I love like how he... I also like how... how Used to got grab really... my bread. <laughs> I when love bread. Really... Look at all the bread I could carry. <laughs> uh, That's what I want to uh, see a movie of Doc Ock doing. Just getting, buying shopping, bread at the store. Going shopping and just being able to more efficiently get stuff than everybody else. Yeah. There's Look at this bread. A graph. <laughs> Look at this bread. <laughs> bread a graph. <laughs> uh, India, what were you going to say? Oh, no, I was just saying that I really like the detail where, not all the time, I think, but a lot of the times, especially when he got more flustered, uh, Doc Ock would start uh, talking in, like, the royal we. We're like, we won't let you do that. Yeah, like, yeah. Because it's actually the tentacles talking. And I thought that was a great detail as well. Like, yeah, he, yeah. He really shows. And as soon as he gets fixed up, he stops that. He's talking from the first person again. So it was just like, it was a cool detail because you could tell that, of all the of all the villains that deserve to be redeemed, he was just messed up because he's under mind control rather than, uh, you know, something of their own. Like a motivation or, or of power or, yeah. or uh, going to his daughter, that sort of thing. Yeah, he's like, he's... Uh, uh, yeah. So it's like um, his tentacles yeah. corrupt his existing motivation into something more sinister. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Though admittedly, when he wasn't under the super duper control of the tentacles, he did not peter out of the way when he tried to unplug the machine. <laughs> yeah, so you can that. argue that it it is that's what Jay kind of boasts what Jay said, right? Like it's uh it's already it is there. It's just not as loud. Yeah, yeah. yeah. exactly. Yeah, yeah. It it it, it kind of it's almost brings like out the, worst the inhibitor chip yeah. removes his inhibitor his chip oh, from his yeah. brain. Oh my, oh my god. god. Bum, Thank bum, you. Bum. I'm here all day. Uh, <laughs> I also like that Peter's like not fully engaging with this fight. He's mostly trying to plead to them and explain until he mentions I should have killed your girlfriend. Like, mm. okay. yeah. And then he's like, it's personal now, you know? <laughs> okay, mate. No, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> You've taken this too far, sir. I think um, it's funny how like he takes it personal when it just wasn't. He just <laughs> yeah, it's not even about him. <laughs> yeah, it's not even about his girlfriend. Um, and I do want to appreciate, it is so much fun to think about, but Peter's POV here, this is guy with four leg things coming out of his back, <laughs> trying to attack everyone, kill me, and he finally gets me in a really good position, and then it says, you're not Peter Parker. It's like, what? But I am. Actually. Yeah. <laughs> and I think he says, I am so confused right now. It's like, yeah, he would be. Um, you and me both. So, uh, with highlighting a criticism, I know is is a thing, but I'll I'll talk about it anyway. The um, <gasps> oh wow, how convenient that that uh, the the sorry, I said Tony's, which technically it is Tony's, but uh, Peter's uh, nanotech syncs with the, the 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 claws and manages to get them all onto his side by pairing with his uh, his AI. Like man, if that didn't happen, Peter would probably be dead. Um, would he? I don't even know for sure. I guess you could argue that. Because um, Peter is kind of vulnerable right now if you watch that scene. Right up until he gets control. Yeah. The thing is, um, Otto is actually... He uses nanotech for the for the the arms in the Raimi films. He's explicit. He says there's nanotech in them specifically about the way they're controlled. And so he's... Which explains why he's not only aware of nanotech and not surprised by it, but interested in it. And that's when, when it wraps around... Um, 
it's just the 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 devices are pairing. That's what the suit says, and that uh, the AI is more powerful in the uh, Stark suit, which is in line with what you'd expect, because the technology of this world is far more advanced than the Raimiverse. Done and done. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I feel like that follows cause like and effect pretty well, um, in a way that That's I'm kind of impressed. Really nice detail. Yeah, it is. It is impressive. I wouldn't have. I just kind of went along with it because I don't remember that line from Spider-Man Two. Nobody people um, would. I don't. Think. Well, it's the kind of thing where, like, it's only the kind of thing that's going to bother you if you start asking questions about it. And if you start asking questions about it, then you'll probably be able to find the answer, right? Well, it's, I, I um, think this is an opportunity where you go. You don't need to find out all those details, but they are there. You can find them. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is kind of neat. Uh, you could probably ask more questions and maybe get less satisfying answers, but I feel like for sci-fi, this is good enough, is it not? Yeah, I think the only thing to really ask is it, yeah. if if this hijacking ability would have come into play with previous conflicts. So I think if there's as long as there's no contradictions there, you, you're pretty much in the clear. Yeah, yeah I mean, we see the Iron Suit, the Iron Man, uh, Iron Spider suit is like so powerful, and it can basically immediately within a snap cloak somebody in and is fairly impermeable so you could assume that the armor could also do that to other shapes and sizes right so it's not it's not too far out of the realm of possibility that it just wrapped itself around a new object and basically you know with through somewhat similar technology took over i guess i mean it's really really advanced stuff so it's i i, I had no problem with the nanosuit stuff and just as auto is defeated um the admissions lady obviously sees all of this, and so she's like, "You're a hero. You're a you're a straight up fucking hero. I'm gonna I talk with the people and try and get you and your friends in." And he says, "Really like, by the way." Sorry, uh, do you want to? Well, I was just gonna. I, 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 I had a comment on stuff that had already happened. I'll I'll just end this. It's just like he says, "It wasn't about me." You, like as as if she's made a mistake. He he wants to clarify. No, no, no. Get them in. Then she's like, "No, all of you." Uh, which is kind yeah, of yeah, yeah. As well. But go ahead. Uh, I really, really enjoy the character interactions um, and the, the attitudes of uh, Peter and uh, Octavius when Peter has control of the tentacles. Like, it's very... Peter is almost amused by it. Um, the, the, the attitudes are very... I mean, they're, they're very characterful. Do you, wanna you, you learn a lot about these or? people as you're seeing them. Uh... I'm trying, I'm trying. It's just not coming out. <laughs> I have the movie in front of me. That's the problem. Peter's um, always been very curious. He has he's always plea been... to him, doesn't he? Yeah, he's My very curious and very interested. Yeah, he's like he completely deflates the drama of it in sort of an interesting way because he's so fascinated yeah. by this these Waldos. Yeah. They're like, oh, this is like uh, a got your nose kind of moment. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, seems like he feels belittled, and Peter is very much amused by it. But it's not. Um, it's not like. It's not the most serious high emotion stuff. It's it's clearly just fun for Peter, I guess. Um, now that he knows he's safe and that um, he's pretty much got this in the bag. Yeah. Um, it, it, it is fun that Ark acknowledges it's like, almost this is fucking terrible for him. Like, I think one of his lines is like, will the humiliations never cease? Because like, It's, just, it's yeah. almost um, appreciation of... I, I get the sense that Peter understands that he's lucky in that scene. It's like it's like the kind of thing that I get when I get like a fucking bullshit victory in a game because I get lucky. It's like that's the same kind of attitude I see in Peter there. Uh it's very human. 
Yeah, I mean, it kind of ties into the whole Edith thing. Even dead, I am the hero. Or even in death, I'm the hero. Like, the, a lot of this really is due to the long shadow that Tony Stark has left. I mean, a lot of this stuff was uh, absolutely due to Stark tech. And that fight would have gone very different had he not had the suit on. That's true. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, this thing, I don't hate the Iron Spider, and I feel like it was used pretty well here, and uh, in a way that made sense. So, a little chill with me. Um, and the, mm -hmm. the continuity yeah. was pretty cool, too. Like, after the chest piece was taken off, he had, like, to duct tape it back on, and then later it was fixed. I don't quite get the logistics of that, but it, they did keep it. Was it fixed, or was it that, that it wrapped around a... Di I can't quite remember exactly how it worked. Yeah, somehow it got merged again um, in one in one scene. I I thought maybe Aunt May fixed it at one point. I think he thanks her for it. I, I don't know. I have to watch that. She cleaned again, the goo but... off the suit. Oh, that's probably it. Oh yeah, the goo. Yeah. Yeah. He. Yeah. Even before he gets out of the, the car. Went. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what are we talking about? Peter thanks Aunt thought, May. I thought that was legit. Just a hole that the goo disappeared. No, no. no. Aunt May cleaned it up. Um, and Peter says, thanks for cleaning my suit before right. he gets out of the car. Okay. Yep. There you go. Um, Precisely. Well, well, glad we put that one to yeah, rest. We, <laughs> thank goodness. I was... The goo was a big deal. Um, so with uh, with that done, the Green Goblin shows up in the background. He's about to throw, well, he does throw a pumpkin bomb. And before we can really understand Green. anything about what's happening, they get Doctor Strange portaled out of there. Both of them. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's pretty like, oh, awesome. schnizzle. And then, yeah. Um, and before Peter can understand what's happened, Lizard fucking roars at him from his little cell. And it's like, oh my goodness. There he is. Oh my lizard. goodness. He wants to turn everyone into Lizard. By the way, um, Doctor Strange being able to throw portals again is like super OP. And it's yep. an ability that he doesn't use enough at all. Like yeah. he can he can basically put any person anywhere he wants. That's huge. Yep. Yeah, the portal uh, ability. If that was yeah. a superhero's only ability, that would be incredibly powerful. He would be like, I mean, like literally, he could like just teleport anyone he wants to the center of a sun, right? Like that's, I guess, I guess opening a portal to the center of a sun kind of complicates. Like, oh, you would probably die. There. Yeah, you would, you would yeah, probably die you on your. Something. But like, he could send them, you know, near a sun or just middle of space. Well, the vacuum, space well, the vacuum of space would go <laughs> yeah. through the. Uh... Uh, in even non-lethal well, yeah, like okay yeah I, I, like, I, I, air would get sucked out a bit but if you have it open for just like a second that's not a crazy amount of air you're losing like you're fine that's not a problem but like, probably even create like, like a sonic boom or something i don't know how would that work and I'm, I'm not a i'm not a physics guy but if you suddenly introduced a a circular vacuum inside of earth's atmosphere like that what I don't yeah, know. I think I think it'd probably just be a big, big gushy wind for a sec as it was open, and then it would stop when it was closed, right? Any, yeah, yeah, I, I guess I any physics, yeah, it, physicists in chat. Yeah, let us know what would happen. Even then, <laughs> though, like, you can send anyone you want, like underground. I guess you could send them, you could send them to like some distant planet. You could send them the moon. You could also like as soon as uh, Peter gets in one portal, you could send him to Fort Knox. Like you could, you could absolutely take him out of the picture one portal. So that's a little underutilized by Doctor Strange. Like as soon as they get, I mean, no, we're skipping ahead. But as soon as there's any sort of conflict, Doctor Strange, one portal, bam, you're. We'll, in we'll a, talk in about a, that in a portal. moment. We're almost getting there. <laughs> you know, while some of my talk about the funny occurred. Um, uh, when when um, MJ falls off the scaffolding later, I was thinking, what if you put a portal? 
two portals beneath her. So she falls through a portal and just shoots straight up, but she slows down and then she comes back and she goes through the other and slows now down really a little like bit you more. Do just like you do in portal. Like portal. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, kind of, yeah. You don't need to because there's no fall damage in that game. Yeah, well, yeah, but you do need to to complete the missions. By John Jameson, remember? That's, he yeah. Boots. But you don't. You never need to do it to slow your rate of falling. No, you do. You do for specific platforms. From doing that, um, in do you? Yeah, like if you're aiming for a particular platform, you got to get your. I guess. <coughs> oh yeah, I guess that's true. Like, yeah. Anyway, um. I played Portal Two. Good. Portal Two is better than ago. Portal One, but it's they're still both good. Uh, yeah. So then we get another fantastic line from Strange, where he says, "That little spell you botched went from wiping your uh, spider info just general memory to pulling everyone in who knows you." And it's like, "Well, Peter botched. Who who botched? <laughs> who botched? <laughs> was that, I, was I that didn't nice. realize Peter was a magician. He was a burning okay. Strange. Well, yeah. and uh, and MJ makes it clear later you fucked it up, and uh, I think some people didn't like that she was being that sassy with him. But at this point, like I just be like I would be way more sassy with him than her. I'd be like, you're like, yeah, an so idiot like, that's costing us everything. You have an issue with that line? Um, is like because I don't think that line is out of character for Strange. I think that Strange probably would believe that Peter fucked that up rather than him. I don't think that that's the issue. More so, just the behavior beforehand is. The I guess issue. I just. We yeah, should, like, I guess we I should not him. be in a position where we shouldn't be in a position where MJ should be able to say something like that. The strange and no, have it make sense. Yeah, yeah. No. but uh, I think that the characters are acting with that line. The characters are acting in character in the position that they're already in. Yeah, which in they the assassination. That's out of character. Yeah, lying there with a bullet in the back of his head. Like, like you know, let's say, let's say the characters like. The characters were teleported into that position against their will, and they all believed they'd done that. I think that's what they'd be saying. But they shouldn't have been doing that in the, at and all. So, yeah, I think so. Well, this is this is it. We find out a lot of villains are getting pulled in. We need to get them all jailed before they hurt anyone, um, and then we can try and sort out the spell. So Strange is going to go work on whatever he has to do for the spell, and he wants uh, Peter to capture the, uh, the things by giving him this this tech that uh, like it's like a spider suit add-on that you can shoot a portal at people and they'll be sent into the prison cells. Um, now during the movie, um, you, sorry, what's oh, what? that, Alvin? No, <laughs> I think I was, I was I was confused on why Electro was there though. Did he ever Do, know Spider-Man? Well, wait, 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 wait. Um, don't you don't you know? Well, so so this might be It might be worthwhile. There's actually probably a few things. Maybe maybe this would be an opportunity to note that the information that the villains have access to seems to be conflicting. Like, did did Doc Ock know that Norman was was Green Goblin? Did he know that? He would. I think he must have known that, right? No, no. Wait, was that public? Why would no? I don't remember, think that was public knowledge. Peter, don't tell Harry. That was the big secret. Oh right? yeah, that, I guess he didn't was... tell Harry. He told the news organizations. It's, you know, it's, that... a, it's a workaround. It's so. Hmm. So there's that, and it's like right. we're not going like, to kill so... Paul per se. And uh, and I mean, it's you. You just brought it up, right? Electro didn't know that Peter was Spider Man. That was something that Harry in that universe didn't know yet either. They, Are we supposed to then assume Electro being killed? That these aren't from the places that we know them specifically. The places they're from alternate versions. I feel like, I feel like mm. that's not what we were. I I think I was going to yeah, think that at first that. until we saw that Electro was blue and then got converted into like little or you know normal Electro. I think that was meant to be like no, these yeah. are from 
they're they're from like the ca- the other Spider-Man films in canon. I don't maybe, know. Whether, maybe why, not, why would that maybe be? Because they're going to be close. So if the idea is that they are from universes that are what we saw in those movies, but variations and stuff like that would still carry over, right? Uh, but then in the in the ending fight, then um, Electro's like he still didn't even know who he really was. Like he didn't know that Peter was Peter. Yeah, he yeah, died before anything. Well, so like, here's, here's the big thing. Uh, one of the first things me and Jay talked to each other about was how, like, why are... We're in spoilers, who cares? We've said this already. Why are the two Spider-Mans getting drawn in? How does the logic work? Is it because they, they're aware that themselves that they, they are Peter? So why would... And if that's but maybe, case, MJ could be here. I'm gonna question the narrator. Why do we think the Doctor Strange is 100% correct about the nature true. of the spell having gone wrong? Oh, he says, true, true. He says everyone's getting drawn in who knows who you are, when it's like, could it could it be something else? Could it just be people who are related to versions of Peter in any way? That probably is a better explanation. Um, it's not the one that he gives, but maybe he's wrong, yeah. I don't know what, yeah, because like, mm. it, it, it seems like there's too many variables that go against what Strange is saying, so either and, and Strange is wrong. Movie. Yeah. Uh, I think while, while I think while I think we're probably supposed to buy Strange's explanation, well, Strange isn't omniscient oh, within the universe, so like it is completely plausible well, that he's wrong. Here's your big counter: Venom in yeah, the Tony movies has no idea who Peter is because the, the yeah. like there are no superheroes as far as we're aware in that universe. So him being oh, there okay. has to either that doesn't make any sense or Doctor Strange is wrong. Some people are saying that's right um, in the movie. It's literally not. Whether a strange is wrong is up to us. We've got the content. Decide. Because the context would seem to indicate yeah, that like, we don't add true. anything there um, to the story. No. There's like two inter like you can interpret any line of dialogue as not true. Like that's like what <laughs> anything that any character says, unless you're explicitly showing that event, you can think, well, maybe that's not true. So, like. So- just to because someone said that's headcanon. So what we see in the film is that people who didn't know his identity were there, and Doctor Strange said that that was why they were there. So there is something here that is irreconcilable. Either he's wrong or it's a problem. I think that's because yeah. uh, mm-hmm. um, Os- Osborne definitely knew about Peter at least toward the end. Uh, we don't know exactly. So did we find out exactly when Green Goblin was snatched? The other guys told their stories and when they were when they I were think, nabbed. But... I think we're meant to assume it was before he impaled himself on the glider. I think the right. I think the reason why we got told those stories was it's about you know within a few minutes of them dying. Um, yeah, obviously before. And if you dead, interpret you have to dead, give but... evidence, well, that is the evidence that well, people yeah, who didn't know. I think they've forgotten. You guys have to counter it, and good luck with that, because there's nothing in the film that can counter it other than in well, Doctor Strange said it, so. You know. So in both cases, it's a problem. It's like one is much bigger than the other, though. Um, it's a, it's less of a problem if Doctor Strange is just wrong. That that would be a lesser problem than it doesn't make sense, like as in a universe. Yeah, I, I don't something. know why people are so averse to that with how much of a fucking moron he is in this film. Like, <laughs> why we we, we treat that, that we treat it like universe? it's an impossibility? Right. It's like how is that? Why wouldn't that be the more no. reasonable assumption? Sorry. Now I'm very confused. Venom at the end of Venom 2 season newsreel that Peter Parker is Spider-Man. Yeah, but like, what is, so is he, then why did he get teleported out of the universe then? That means he lives in the Marvel Cinematic Universe if he saw that newsreel. Unless he saw it and then got teleported in, but that wouldn't make sense. Does that mean that there's... Uh, I think like a portal opens up and he sees it and I, I don't, I don't I get don't it. I don't understand that at all. That's... And also, and also Spider-Man 3 Venom. Why is everyone saying Spider-Man 3 Venom when we're talking about why, Tom Hardy Venom? Also, why is everybody saying Venom has multiversal knowledge? What does that mean? 
and let's to bolster. I guess he uh, knows about things that happen in different multiverses. If, if we're deciding to go with everything Strange says is now canon, and he can't be wrong about anything, he also says we know frighteningly little about the multiverse. Uh, apparently, he has yeah. access to the multiversal hive mind, so Venom tr Venom okay. transcends all universes. Okay. Okay, is that uh, a movie okay. stuff? Comic book thing? I I think that you're talking about comic books. <laughs> That's uh, well, apparently it's in Venom yeah. 2. People are saying that it's in Venom Wait, really? 2. Really? Yeah. Okay. Well, I haven't right. seen Venom, um, so you guys are going to have to. I, yeah, yeah. I mean, too. Venom, I didn't we... want to watch Venom 2 because okay, I th so... it was a sequel to Venom. That would still be <laughs> Electro then. Ele I feel like Electro is still the one. He didn't know. Um, he definitely didn't know. Unless yeah, he, he thought Spider-Man was black. Like, Yeah. Hey, Peter Parker, he could have could have been a black Peter Parker. Maybe he thought That's that... Like he could have known Peter Parker's name, I guess? No, well, so it's the... the, the, the it's not a very black name, is it? I don't think they ever met uh, with Peter. I think he met Gwen Stacy, but I don't think he met Peter. Yeah, um, and, he, yeah and there was no, like, re, like, because remember, Harry, Harry deduced it out later. Yeah, yeah. after right. Electro's already gone. Yeah. So I still feel like that's got to be the uh, the... Yeah, so I, I think that it still stands right. Either Doctor Strange is wrong or that doesn't make sense. And I think it's way more reasonable to infer that Doctor Strange was just incorrect in his assumption of what brings him here. Now. And yeah. that's, so all we have to do to counter the idea is like you're writing for the writer. It's like, well, you're writing for the writer too uh, by establishing that that is definitive. So that it doesn't make sense. Yeah, you're like, saying it doesn't make sense definitively when we've got... Both of these reads are entirely plausible. Like, there's nothing... I feel like people just get the sense that, oh, we're supposed to believe Doctor Strange, and therefore, yeah, it's like, okay, that's that's a, that's like just reading authorial intent into the work. That's not the um, same as it being written into the work. That's your interpretation. I, I guess what I would say though, to to give the the counter argument a little bit more credence is if 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 you are writing this story, you should probably keep that in mind and think about other alternatives that you have. Uh, to avoid this kind of confusion. That's, that's pretty much what Jay just said, though. Like, you, it, it doesn't matter at this point, because we're just talking about what it is now. I'm not talking about the creation yeah, yeah, of it. But I, sure, but what I'm saying is that I would I would advise somebody, if they were writing a story and this was part of it, to think about that, and whether I, there are other ways... There is so much already that we've covered that requires more clarity, but we have to deal with what we've got. Yeah, yeah, no. Well, yeah, but all all I'm saying is if somebody was writing a story and they had this kind of thing presented as, like, a potential problem, a potential reading that people might have, it's like, maybe think about other options that you have uh, in terms of getting this across, you know? I'm assuming they thought it explains everything and moved on. They didn't think about how it doesn't make sense with several of the people who are here. Um, mm -hmm. And so it's on us to decide if that is simply an inconsistency or if Doctor Strange has misunderstood the nature sure. of the spell. Which, and uh, it's kind of like you're assuming bad writing uh, over Doctor Strange. Well, it's just wrong. dealing with uh, storytelling in good or bad faith, right? Because like some people yeah, will be like, "Well, yeah. what if this character just forgot this hugely important thing?" And you're like, "Oh, but well, what if the character made a mistake?" You're like, "Well, yeah, that's fine. People make mistakes a lot yeah. of the time, especially like, with it's, a like, it's magic that he's spell. never really dealt with before and like going wrong this way. Like he's never breached the multiverse before. He explicitly says he doesn't know much about the multiverse. Every it's now." It's Mola, plausible you, he makes mistakes about it. How do you feel about everybody saying, so it is bad writing then? Because like, a lot of people are saying well, that. Well, this one guy is repeating it over and over again. That doesn't make it true. Oh, it's <laughs> one guy. No, it's a couple of people. <laughs> no, I'm I, I didn't <laughs> deny that. I'm saying there is one guy repeating it over and over again. Um, 
we, we've gone over so inference is a huge part of storytelling uh if you want to call it inferring stuff bad writing then i got bad news for you about a lot of films and a lot of stories um but, but i'm cool like, with inference yeah yeah, yeah. The idea that, that uh, to bad writing. I explicitly said that you might want to try a different explanation of what's in the film. Like if you were writing it again, holy shit! I don't. I don't think it's good writing, but I don't think trying it's so I don't hard think this is an unreasonable it is bad writing. Shaking my head, simp you. Yeah, I mean, like everyone's very desperate to describe it as right? bad writing. I'm not seeing many arguments yeah. there. Um, tell tell me why it's impossible for Strange to have a misunderstanding of exactly how the spell works when he's the one who fucked it I up think, and he said he has limited understanding of it anyway. I like, think this the, is best best faith, the best faith argument for why it's bad writing is it's the only explanation in the film of why all of these people are being pulled in from the biggest source of authority that we have. Therefore, it can be inferred from an audience that we're probably supposed to buy into it, but that is still an interpretation rather than an objective event of the film. I think that I think the film leads you towards the interpretation that it is that is flawed, but I don't think that it is objectively the only in, uh, reasonable interpretation of the events. And there's yeah, there's wiggle like, room here. Doctor Strange believing that that's the case would still be a flaw. It's like, no, uh, if if he no. if he believes wholeheartedly that that is the case and he has no reason not to think that, that's okay. Would have to be contradictory to his character to believe that, which would be very difficult to prove. Yeah, like, um, it's it's not clear why exactly he believes that. It's not clear what's brought him to that conclusion, but... Um, then again, like, here's The a, here's multi a multiverse breaches well, are not something that he's an expert in. He's never seen one before. Then again, here's something to think about, because at the end of the movie, the concern is specifically everybody from every universe who knows that your Spider-Man is coming, and the way to stop that is to delete the existence of Peter Parker. That's true. That is if, true, actually. If that works... Does that not mean that what he said is true? Well, would it or not also apply if it's simply to do with the relation to this Peter sure. being Spider-Man? That, that was that was my second point. Is like it could be that, or it could be the other explanation as well. Yeah, I'd say it works both times, but I'm I'm certainly not a fan of how it doesn't make sense. I don't know if we're because this is the thing. Electro literally doesn't know, so saying he's only here because he knows doesn't really line up, does it? Um, mm -hmm. In which case, just like, either that's inconsistent, or Doctor Strange was rushing, just fought a giant lizard, and is assuming that that's what's happening with the spell, because uh, Lizard does know that Peter the Parker is The Lizard does know, yeah. Well, that is your only point of reference, right? You haven't, you don't know yeah, that's everybody Strange has only spoken ah, to him. Mm, mm, interesting. So why wouldn't Strange believe that at that point, unless he gets to talk to more? And um, Doc Ock knows, but should Doc Ock know at that point? I can't remember. Well, I guess you could argue that at least from a universe where he did just know at that point. I think he knew about that point, There's... right? Or did he? Uh, he did know at that just point, as yeah. he did, maybe. It just yeah. as he did. Because he said he had Peter I by think. the throat, um, which is in the, the end of the Raimi movie, I think. I think so, yeah. Because of course, oh, and I think because yeah, Peter intentionally unmasked and then he grabs him by the throat. I think that's how the events that's right. go. That's right, yeah. So that's when he got pulled from. Wong is supposed to protect the universe. He knows the spell is dangerous, but he's okay letting Strange cast he's it anyway. Pleased. Rubbish writing. That is yeah. rubbish writing. That is, yeah. That is bad yeah. writing, yeah. Don't worry. We agree on that one. <laughs> um, alrighty. Poor Wong. So, yeah, we have um, MJ and Ned's jobs basically just to find evidence using the information Peter had of 
limited information of Goblin. They need to find him, bring him in. And they eventually find reports of someone, some monster flying around, which uh, spins oh, out. Can, can, we, can, we, can we mention the joke? I think we've gone past the joke. Uh, well, the oh, the shitty shit. joke. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Wait, the shitty joke? Yeah. Scooby-Doo. Scooby-Doo joke. Scooby-Doo this Oh, we already, we already did the Equalizer one. We, we just floated right past that. Yeah, what a reference, right? <laughs> well, I, I, I was talking about the elf joke. Ooh, Man. we got we have a bad yeah. joke commitment. Yeah, do them all. Do them all. all. No, I'm sorry, the elf joke was brilliant. Oh, oh, we talk about the elf one with uh, Green Goblin. Yeah, that one was good. Yeah. Hmm. Equalizer. Sure. What, 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 what other elf? Yeah, joke? What other elf joke? Rags, I don't. Know, I, I, I guess there's a lot of elf jokes. It's Christmas, so you hear a bunch of stuff about elves. It's it's elf joke season. Yeah, all, yeah. It, it's it's elf hunting season. It is elf oh, hunting no. season. Tis the season to be elfing. La 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 la. So what were the jerks, Jay? We we just said um, both of them, I think. Okay. When okay, when yeah. Peter is describing Green Goblin, <laughs> um, and he says, "Yeah, there was this guy. He was like this scary, big, green." Elf, and you're just like, yeah, <laughs> 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 he's not an elf, you fool. Funny <laughs> joke. Then we got him being like, You screw up the spell. She's like, No, you did. And he's like, Okay, well, Scooby do this shit. And then she says, Say please. And he goes, Please, Scooby do this shit. And it's like, <laughs> <laughs> moving on, moving on. Oh. So what this does, Mahler though, I don't know. Comedy confirmed. He does, but I think what this is is a <laughs> confirmation in the MCU that Scooby Doo does indeed either either. Oh, this is where it gets fun. Either exists as a TV show or a property, or that canonically Scooby Doo the Talking Great Dane does exist in the MCU. Can't wait. I'm pretty I sure can't it's just strict confirmation. Santa and Scooby Doo in the next lineup of the Avengers. I think they were. <laughs> that's the point it's making. This is a different universe where Scooby Doo was in the Avengers, uh, but he died. It was really well, sad. I think every universe has a Scooby Doo. That's that's how I interpret it. <laughs> he he got dusted. He was like, <laughs> oh. <laughs> um, <laughs> Raggy. Those are. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Talk about like Alfred Molina being good. I like his delivery for a lot of the lines more than necessarily the lines, but I just like that when he brings uh, MJ and Ned down, they're talking for a little bit, and then Ock comes into focus. He goes, "Hey, who the hell are these two? <laughs> just like <laughs> <laughs> it's just a fun little commentator for all the events because he's uh... yeah. I, I did like all the reactions from the guys in the in the basement prison. I thought that was all pretty natural stuff. I thought it was like <laughs> all their interactions. Very confusing. Yeah. yeah, they're pretty good. Returns really? on the lights. Badass. <laughs> it's yeah. just a normal Doc basement. Yeah. <laughs> Doc Ock doesn't have a. Oh yeah. Yeah, and he's like, Doc oh, have torture rack. This movie. No, he does not. It's surprising how well he was utilized, considering how in danger we were of him just being here for like, look, it's Doc Ock, look how cool he is, woo, Doc Ock. But don't worry, guys, in the upcoming MCU projects that are just about this, it'll probably be the bad type, where it's there is no meaningful new context or further exploration of the character. It's just, hey, look, you remember him? It would just be member berries. This is good member berries. 
I do, it's I not just the... remember, it's also, hey, here's a new context that's really cool and interesting. Yeah, here's the old character in a new context acting as he would in that context. And we're going to do a bit more with him. Uh, we're not just going to leave him totally static. I did feel well, like... Even if, I think even if he was static, it would still be better than a lot of what we got, you know? You, you, yeah, I'm probably. perfectly happy to see a, an old character remaining static, but in a new context. Maybe, yeah, like, you don't... Yeah. They can even remain static, but be explored in a way that we haven't seen them explored as well. Exactly. Like, that's totally possible. Yeah. Fringy, would you say that a story requires character arcs? I No, I, I wouldn't. In fact, I did a whole video oh, okay. talking right. about it. <gasps> oh my goodness gracious. Hey, a video. Yeah. Nice. Bye -bye. Hey, what do you know? I, I feel I had a weird. There's a lot of meta stuff going on in this movie because I think that a lot of the fact like the movie the expects elements... me to just know the English language before I even see it. Like, what the fuck's up with that? Jeez, talk about going <laughs> off of meta information, dude. I wa I watched Squid Game and it didn't make any fucking sense. <laughs> what do you mean? You watched the English my, stuff, my... didn't you? It was great. Well, that's well, well here. That's because that's because the the plot of that show is shit. I I did actually watch the English dub of Squid Game. J just. Chat, calm down. I watched it with Chat. subtitles kill, first. Kill, kill, For my kill. video, I watched the English dub to see if there, were any, uh, if there were any funny moments to include. And there weren't any that were funny enough. Honestly, the English dub gets a lot of uh, bad rap. It's actually pretty good considering it could be a lot worse. But um, my, my point was is that is it, did anyone else get the idea that this movie kind of reveres the villains because the audience liked the villains? It kind of it kind of has like that sort of medic meta attitude. It definitely of, has of a level of toward... respect towards the previous franchises, though right. at the same time, but, but like, particular... but like why why yeah. would MCU Peter care about these villains so much? He's just met them, yep. and for all yep, for all people. he knows, like, <laughs> Peter's a good person. Green, Green Goblin, like like. It kind of brushes over the fact that Green Goblin is like a a murderer. And... Can you please can you please go back and call him Green Goblin? <laughs> <laughs> okay, Green Goblin. Uh, but like like he doesn't know all the all the horrible things he's done, but we do. But at the same time, we like them because they're very charismatic villains. So like, there's this odd sort of uh, weird attachment to the villains that uh, uh -huh. I don't. Well, I mean, it seems he's very, the it seems only. Very, Peter only gets attached to um, Norman after he sees him in his like other personality, right? With his... Right, right. He only sees him. Um, yeah. Well, yeah, yeah and, and he's just got uh, a basic and... investment in them, being that they are all victims of the different circumstances. None of them are just strictly evil, and he wants to give them a second chance. Right. Yeah, but at was one point <laughs> I wanted to make, and this kind of gets toward the end, but at the same time, like, okay, let's say you took away. I mean, if it's literally just madness, or in the case of my, uh, Doc Ock, it's mind control, basically, uh, that's making him kind of go evil. What about Electro? You just took away his powers. If you took away the gun from his active shooter, does that make him good now? No, he's still a bad person. You just took uh, away his power. Thank you. You know I mean? Thank you. Means why, he doesn't why are saying thank you? Have to die when he goes back. So that's right. Yeah, so, he so, so let me, the only one he psychologically I, I mean, changed I've, was uh, was Norman at the end. I've seen Tasm too, and I can explain that and if uh, Electro doesn't have his electric powers, he is inert. He's done. Yeah, all that happens to him. That when doesn't he gets, make him not that, bad. Okay, you're so saying that he gets he, made not bad. So, so you're saying so the, he must die? What are you suggesting? No, no, I'm not saying he shouldn't well, die. Well, so, like, so what, what are they doing here? They, they were committing crimes in other films where they eventually die. 
by their either by their own hubris or by Spider-Man Tan. Whatever. Okay. So are we really demonizing the other Spider-Man now? For doing exactly that, like is what are you talking about? Spider-Man no, suddenly better? Or, no, wait, 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 wait! I really want to talk to you specifically about this. What, are, what in the world are you talking <laughs> about? Demonizing the other Spider-Man? What are you talking about? We're supposed to think what we're, we're supposed to think what what Spider-Man didn't Spider kill their villains like that, like 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 yeah, explicitly. They they, they killed themselves. Okay, so Andrew Garfield, if Andrew Garfield Spider-Man. Was standing over a helpless Electro and then like killed him with an axe. Then he redeemed <laughs> him, but he didn't do that. Yeah, yeah, I know. That's what I'm saying. I'm saying that. Yeah. So what, why are you saying yeah, they're so demonized? What are you talking about? I'm not saying it knows it's doing it. I'm just saying, but like, no, it's the not whole, doing it. I don't think Spider-Man. Spider-Man are not demonized because Holland is deciding to cure these people. And this is the reason why, yeah, like they, first of all, they didn't kill those villains, which we all know. They they basically all killed themselves. But secondly, yeah. at the end of the oh. film, they immediately start trying to save these villains once they Absolutely. have, like, once they, you know, they work together to try and save yeah. them. All that Tom has over the other Spider-Man is that the attack. more of an opportunity to save yeah. these guys. Better technology, more of an opportunity. And, and the other Spider-Men go with it. They yeah, agree they to help. The They're not demonized. Yeah. They did everything they could in yeah. their respective stories. They're treated and now they're giving a second chance to give the other guys a second chance at was, being it just, it and, just seems like, a, like they're trying to make a correction no. from the other films. Like, okay, I don't, we're going to yeah, help them. We're, you're not going to die this time. We're gonna do it right this time. They no, that's an opportunity they didn't have. He's giving them a second chance because of the technology he has. Yeah, but then that didn't. But it, they didn't have that technology the in the Raimiverse or the Webverse. Yeah, I don't think anyone's. Yeah, the other Spider-Men aren't demonized for making or They're for doing things not. they couldn't. They're possibly. heroes. They, they do everything they can. They did the best yeah. with the yeah. racket they have, and now we've been presented yeah. with a new opportunity to make things even better. Like that's not. And they jump on it without any discussion. They're just like, yes, let's do this. This is the right thing to yeah, do. No, yeah, we can do this now. Kind of, that, I know that's kind of silly. That's what I'm saying. Like they were what? just came from a, they just came from a universe where they were, were in the like basically in the midst of battle with these with these villains. So like yeah. why well, I'm saying why I don't think they ever had any intention like, to kill them though. I know, but I'm just say, saying like oh, there's no what? real you want acknowledgement of how dangerous they are. Like, there's right, no discussion. That is. Yeah, wait, wait. This, they, what, but, they, what, but people die to, like, wait, no, I, I'm just kills uh, me. Maybe, maybe restate, I know. I'm confused now. Um, so, the, what is, the, like, what is the criticism overall here that you have? What, my I criticism, think... I don't, okay. Go for it. Oh, no, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. No, I'm just trying to back you up. I just think my criticism is, like, why, why are the, why why do these people require so much help when the multiverse is at stake and why are their crimes and previous deeds including murder completely brushed over neither of those things like the context yeah, added so when, they have a choice to fix the happen? universe yes we're doing that kill them or not kill them too that's an additional choice he's choosing not kill them okay i mean he wants to take it, the it, opportunity it, to save them if possible which I believe is yeah. the decision that he would make, especially but, after his conversation with May. But like, especially a, when um, a lot of them, like a lot of them, are simply victims of circumstance. Like, uh, like Doc Ock being the go-to example, he was mind controlled, right? Yeah. Um, and yeah, I mean, I mean, Electro you know, he, fell into a pool of eels. <laughs> <laughs> and also, yeah, this is, 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 I mean, this is a parallel with Captain America. 
Well, I feel like it's the standard meme that you see in a lot of Disney animated films where, like, the villain is a bad guy, but the hero will still try to save their life a lot of the time. Yeah, like, I mean, it's tries to save Clayton. I just want to address the whole, it's like, the so reader. taking Electro's electric away doesn't make him not a murderer or whatever. It's like, okay, so he can face justice for that back in his will, but he won't be killed now because his death yeah. is directly related to being electric person. He has a chance for redemption. Yeah. There is a possibility there. There is a path Look. forward. He'll just show back up and he'll be, he'll be, uh, 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 he'll just be a dude there and like, yeah, he'll and, probably get whipped up and arrested. Yeah, Andrew Garfield Spider-Man will be like, wait, you're just a guy now and he'll be like, yeah, um, yeah, uh, uh there's a long story. And then Andrew Garfield will be like, okay, that's nice and web, web him up. <laughs> yeah, I guess, I guess we, I guess we don't really see that. I, I we can, we can implement that it's, it's inferred, but I guess we don't really see that. It almost seems like they get a uh, get out of jail free card because of. I mean, they're, they're probably going to jail. jail. They're probably going to jail. It's not a jail. <laughs> yeah. Also, yeah. they are literally put into things. like magic jail cells. I mean, like even even I do think Doc Ock even he should probably be going to jail for reckless endangerment before he was yeah, uh, taken over by the tentacles. Yeah. Yeah, he kills, doesn't he kill people too? I know. I know. Green Goblin literally melts. Oh, Doc Ock kills yes people. Uh, yeah, we're, yeah, we're talking about like how, uh, how responsible are they for the kills when it's something like, that they were yeah. as well. Like you know, Green Goblin's like, oh, what what did you do? Well, I killed some people. Like, well, I was, but I was under the influence of a a drug. Um, also did that, <laughs> that I made yeah. and put into myself. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think that puts you in the clear, to be honest. Absolutely, mate. yeah. I expect that a lot of them are probably going to jail, but that's you know that's better than dead, right? There's there's actually a real world parallel to this. A very kind of similar thing happened where a Google engineer, just some like nerd nerd programmer dude, like got high on some really hard drugs one day and like killed like five people with his car. And so it's like even a normal person under really bad circumstances can be extremely dangerous. So, but like he's absolutely responsible for that because he put them he put himself in that position. So like I, I yeah I, I I guess I guess it's just like at what point would would Peter and especially the others like especially after Aunt May what would they just pull the trigger like I say, think okay, that's kind of the worth point. saving the people you'll go every he'll go the maximum distance he can uh, and yeah. we've shown in this the, I guess the that uh the cost the trigger is is. Aunt May, and that think, he has trouble dealing with that as a cost. I think yeah, that Spider-Man would bad. probably be uncomfortable with the concept of, like, just executing Thanos. Like... Yeah. Yeah, well, right. well I mean, but, but, we, in we this case, doesn't not... really want to kill people. But, yeah, like, then in this case, they're not killing him, they're just, like, let, leaving him to their own their own fate, and like you said, in almost every single Spider-Man, they end up doing themselves in, the villains. Well, yeah, yeah but, but remember, in the film, they acknowledge, like, when he says, yeah, that's their, it's not my problem, they're from another universe, but, like, and, the point that Aunt May makes is, like, well, no, that's not the attitude to have. And yeah. the nature of all of their deaths directly involves their antagonism towards Spider-Man and their power. So maybe we can try and remove that antagonism. Let's try and save him, you and, know? And yeah, remove the power. He saved Vulture, someone mentioned in the chat. It's like, yes, he did. Spider-Man doesn't like killing people, generally. Yeah, Mysterio shot himself. For him. yeah, Myster would, it, exactly. would it be known that um, Norman... I'm just thinking, would it be known that Norman was Green Goblin? Because, like, what no, happened to no. his body? I feel like we talked about we this. We said no. As a... Nobody knew. Did, there, was a, there was a conversation where we said no, because Harry didn't know. There's no way the world knows and Harry yeah, doesn't. I guess, yeah. Yeah. That's mm -hmm. true. Um, yeah, but yeah that so... was my point. I wanted to back that up, uh, Jim Onbone, but yeah, it just it just seemed like 
because I believe the earlier conversation and we're jumping around now, but uh, a conversation when they basically, they, they had the button, they're like, okay, press it. If things go wrong, at what point did all the villains breaking loose and May well, dying? she wanted to press it wrong. if you remember, but they wanted Peter's go ahead and he didn't give it. Yeah, and before they got, before they were able to get to go ahead, they got the other spandos. The other spiders. And then there was like, oh, we have another chance now. Now we can yeah. do yeah, the redemption okay. for them, but with the other spando mans. But when they find Peter, he actually is at the point of like, I'm just going to press the button. I don't care anymore. Yeah, yeah and he and says like the, the way it'll work is that they'll go back and you guys can sort them out however you want to sort them out. If you kill them, that's on you. Um... That's great stuff. <laughs> I think it's great stuff. Yeah. Uh, so we got Sandman and Electro uh, introduced, and um, I think it's kind of neat that Flint Marco is clearly post Spider Man three, so he's pro Spider Man. Um, yeah. And he's just like, "Hey, Spider Man, remember me? I'm, I'm, I'm Flint. I'm gonna help you out with whatever's going on here." And he's like, "Okay, cool. I'm not your Peter though." And he's like, um, "What?" What? <laughs> I do think it's a bit of an awkward line of dialogue that he explicitly says, "Remember me." I don't know. I feel like if it's been a while, I don't know how long how much time has passed. I, I guess maybe it could have been a while. Like, I feel like no one's forgetting the giant man made of sand, to be Woo! honest. <laughs> like, probably, that's probably <laughs> fair, but uh, um, maybe there's, you could argue that goes both ways, that I am a moving piece of land with a face. I should probably immediately reassure him that we know each other. Especially not just anywhere. in case you know there's a bit of a scare factor. I don't know. In case there's another man made out of sand <laughs> in this universe. Um, I, like I feel like I feel like I feel like you could just say, "Hey, Peter, it's me." You know, it would be a bit less me, clunky. Stand bad. Well, no, Flint. Mark. It is I, Flint. Mark. <laughs> Flint Mark. <laughs> uh, remember, we fought a bit. Yeah, no, I remember that. <laughs> Yeah, so uh, it's cool they work together to bring Electro down and they all just have a chat and you have, um, I think Peter's like, it's my fault you're here. And he goes, the universe or the woods? Because I hate the woods. And he goes, I meant the universe. I hate the universe. Just like he doesn't want to be blamed for the woods. Um, yeah, then just y'all gonna stand water. there while I pretend I ain't butt-ass naked. I will. <laughs> I am. <laughs> I am. <laughs> Um, so, question, did they, um, did I miss the explanation for how, uh, cause he, he says, oh, I have my body back, but did they give an explanation for that, or did um, I just no, miss no. it? Uh, they said the energy well, I think it's pretty, I think it's implied that, like, the electricity in our universe hits different, and that's the reason. Yeah, and he's even, he looks yeah, more like he would like to present himself, uh, instead mm -hmm. of, if you guys remember, the monstrosity from Tasm 2. Oh, yeah. oh, the, the mistake was. They did a bit of the electro music, but they didn't do the he hates me. <laughs> Just a, <laughs> they had the good Spider sense Man. that maybe not everything from the past. Maybe not everything. No. They didn't Doctor, do itsy Doctor bitsy Strange fucking spider dubstep. No, they didn't do itsy bitsy spider dubstep. And I, for one, am happy about that because I was stupid. Um, so, was it Flint is the one that kills Uncle Ben? So Peter should recognize him. It's like we don't know who killed Uncle Ben in this universe. In this universe, yeah. I'm sorry, you don't even. Well, I mean, do I think based on the killed? events of this film, sorry, not everybody can... in the universes look the same. Like, look at I, all the I, people. I don't look yeah. Based on the events of this film, we could assume that Ben died, if, like, in a non-traumatic way, or when like Peter was very Possibly. little, because like it doesn't seem he could have died in Nam. We, <laughs> we, um, we can assume because, that every because, single. Well, because um, when May dies in this film. 
Um, Peter seems very new to the concept of grief. Um, uh... To me, he t- as, as in trauma, as in as in as in like this kind of like sudden unexpected grief, right? What? Not like Tony Stark. I was going to say, you're not remembering <laughs> well, no, Tony Stark's um, death, it, or as in as in that's a thing that hits different, right? Because Tony at least kind of died on his own terms. Um, Whereas May was very like rudely taken. They kind of did. Well, I mean, it's worthwhile to note, by the way, Jay, that in Endgame there would not, there was not one chance to win that battle. Tony shouldn't have died. He should still be alive and well. Yeah. But Doctor Strange only saw one possibility, and it wasn't when he trapped Thanos in the mirror dimension. It was when he just let Tony die. <laughs> so that's yeah. So in a in a sense, Tony was taken from us too soon. True. <laughs> But um, I mean, I I I I just I get the sense that um, Peter's not been through an equivalent kind of rude awakening death before. Where he um, feels like it's do you mean? Hmm? Where he feels like he he is responsible. Yeah, that that, that 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 that's the kind of thing. This the sort of um, because even though Tony's is like traumatic for him, it's not the same kind of thing where it hits um. As this as massive fucking punch to the face, it's more so a just a, a tragedy rather than a fucking hell. Fuck this. Yeah, I, I think I think it's the anger that seems new to him. In this, well, one. yeah, yeah, because yeah, because, uh, because Tony Stark sacrificed himself. Yeah, well, so like, I get the sense executed. I get the sense that Ben probably yeah. didn't die under similar circumstances to his other deaths. Um, because Maybe if he Ben had died even... in the same way, I feel like we'd probably get more on that from Peter. We'd probably see that in Peter's characterization. That's like, oh, it's just like how Ben died, you know? I get the sense that in this universe, Ben probably died either just naturally or like when Peter was small or something like that. Yeah, we can assume that nothing played out similar in any of these universes. They all had their own different... Uh... Each version of Peter is different. Each version of Aunt May is different. Each version of Uncle Ben is different. They died in different ways. If they died at all, you know, during his life. So, yeah, it's... I, I don't think there's... I, I don't think Sandman should... Uh, Sandman is not the person who killed uh, MCU Spider-Man's Uncle Ben. Yeah, well, yeah. it certainly wasn't Sandman. That's... If oh, it yeah, was yeah. Flint, it wasn't Sandman. Uh, for you. Imagine, I like, remember, like... During the battlefield oh, on Endgame, they're like, you know, you, there's only one way. And then Tony just goes, can you cast a spell to make Thanos forget his motivation? Uh, well, <laughs> like, I, I, oh, good I, idea. I think the best part is you say that and it's like, well, this is still ignoring all of the many, many, yeah, many, 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 many <laughs> options available to the Avengers. Like, as soon as, like, I, we need to get the stones as far away as possible. No, we got to get them back where they came from. It's like, man. Like you are not smart, Hulk. I'm, I'm so <laughs> you are not smart. He's smart Hulk. By the way, he's called Smart Hulk. His name is literally Smart Hulk the in like subtitles. Yeah. It's Smart Captain Hulk. Marvel's not even a captain. <laughs> no, she's she she is a cap. Is she a captain or? Uh, she, oh, I no, think that was. It might have been a rank right? in the um in the. I Air thought Force she was a rank or captain. Like yeah. yeah. You know why they call it a cockpit, don't you? But wasn't that one of those things that people brought up where it's like, are there many captains who are like 30? Or is it, or is it really hard to be a captain by that age? Captains, She's like, really good, Fringy. Yeah, well, captain really is good. a lot, because sergeant is below captain, right? Like, isn't isn't it like captain, then lieutenant, and then... 
I get confused, especially with American know. versus it Australian. Works, yeah, it, it probably works different in different militaries. Although well, we know oh yeah, like in, the so Navy and the Air Force is different than the Marine Corps, and yeah, I think well, it's in different yeah. countries as well. Well, different countries, different arms uh, parts of the arms. She is only a second lieutenant. Ah, uh, that's still quite high. Um, <laughs> second lieutenant Marvel. Oh, and apparently Captain <laughs> is attainable <laughs> by thirty. Not that quite as catchy. Yeah. <laughs> Captain, did you say Captain is or isn't attainable by the time you're thirty? Someone said that Captain is definitely attainable by 30. I mean, I, I have no idea, so I'm just going <laughs> to assume no that clue. that's true. Um, someone I noticed... Guess, how do you guess... Go ahead. Oh, no, I was just going to uh, quickly ask before, uh, how do you feel about the contrivance of everybody kind of being at the same place at the same time? Sandman and Electro happen to be in the same forest. Green Goblin and Octo find Peter pretty much at the same time. I wonder it just, it, if we're supposed to think there could little. be more villains uh, elsewhere doing different things. Like, obviously, Venom is a... Yeah. You know, um, I think it's just we got a selection of them. We followed news reports, and we got the ones that were making the most noise, apparently. Um, I yeah, guess you have York, to argue that Sandman was interested in... He was following Electro around because he saw him doing things. Yeah, uh, I mean, you could explain away again. It's kind of writing for the scriptwriters. I could kind of get the New York because both Green Goblin and uh, Oct were looking for Spider-Man in New York, so that kind of makes sense to me. The forest one's a little bit far-fetched. Like, how do they of all the places in the world? How how did they just appear roughly in the same area? I don't know that they and, did. Uh, I, I don't know where they both would have started necessarily, but um. Again, if you picture, let's just say for the sake of argument, there's like a hundred villains across Earth right now. We only get this selection. Yeah. It'd be like a world-sized battle royale. You'd be really... I don't know that. I don't know that a lot of the villains might go, like, chill. They might just, like, look at Venom. They might be oh, yeah, like, what, what the hell's what going happen, on? For I have example, to assess... if, like, Fisk came through, right? If a, if a different universe's Fisk came through. One from well, Spider-Verse like, the size of a house. <laughs> <laughs> Like, the Spider-Man PS4 villains come through. Like, Mr. Negative from Spider-Man PS4 is like, I guess he'd just chill out, I think. He'd, and I mean, it is worthwhile to remember that they all are in New York, so they're all going to be on a relative scale of Earth. Like, they're going to be in that general area, unless they but can move what, super quick. But what about Electro, though? Like, why did Electro appear way out in the, in the woods? They had to, like, well, track yeah, yeah, so with their en energy signature. Well, so he was apparently, he scared a whole bunch of people, so maybe he was, like, fleeing that area? Presumably, and he went to a forest or a woods. Then he said he didn't know why he was Somewhere. in the woods, so maybe he's just like energy looping around everywhere, trying to get control. I think I think we were seeing him actually first materialize right when. Well, I thought that he, he was appears. the reference. Yeah, he was like, "Oh, he's charging up." That's what he said. I, th I thought that he was the reference for flying monster. I thought that could have been Marco. Well, a flying monster wouldn't it have been more like green? Well, I thought that was yeah, the point. Was we're Goblin Goblin supposed to think it's green goblin, but then it's not. But it was when a lot said, Oh, never mind. It's just a black man. <laughs> no. <laughs> I think he you're right, Marlo. What are you talking they, about? They were, right. they were tracking, they were <laughs> tracking what, what people were reporting in a completely different area as a flying monster. Mm -hmm. And then when they, when they, when they get there, they realize it was not Green Goblin. It was Electro. I thought that's what happened. Yeah. yeah that's, that's what I thought. But, I like as well. but, but, well, so, but my, my complaint was like, who decides or how does it decided? Where these people spawn? Is no it idea. Completely random. No it, like, idea. Yeah. Because if that's the case, then seventy-five percent of the villains would end up in the ocean. So, <laughs> I, 
Like I, are, they would end up in a lot of awkward. I was gonna places. say, we, we, yeah, like, yeah. maybe that, that is what happens. I, 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 I was about to suggest, like, oh year. boy, what if that is what's happening? And then if you're talking about like various time periods, like I, I don't know what the exact timeline uh, is, but if you're talking about you know uh, Peter Parker, it's got to be the same time, uh, same same uh, time. So like we're talking about events that happened 20 years ago in uh, Toby Park. Uh, well, Toby surely we Parker's have to assume it isn't universe. the same timeline. But like it, Toby Parker is now older though. That's so, like, why it can't be the same timeline. But like, yeah, it, 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 I'm I'm getting into like literally astronomical physics here. But like at the same time, oh, if boy. that's the case, then how would tw uh, twenty year ago Earth correlate to where Earth's position is now? No, I it, genuinely I, I got nothing <laughs> so, for you. This is the, the, the yeah. it's not gonna, they're not going to answer it because. They ain't exploring it yeah. that far. That's too I, hard. I mean, either either it's from a different version of Earth, or it's from um, or, or Doc Ock like time traveled. Yeah, pick yeah. poison. It's one and of I those two. And I don't expect the movie to to tell that. I just found it very convenient well, like, for guys to appear randomly in the same place. Really have to explain that? Does it like both no, of them I don't are perfectly fine? It doesn't have to, but you know. Like, I don't know that it would hurt if you explained it. A movie yeah. of the scale, you got to keep it moving. So I understand for brevity's sake. Oh, uh, I guess I don't, but, I don't want to yeah. give it that point. I guess it's more just that, like, it's not necessarily broken, but they could like, have done a way better job. Would, yeah, exactly. It's contrived. I'll say that. That's a, I'll, I'll, it's a bit contrived. That's, they try that's to leave it as vague as they can so that we have to do the work as viewers of inference, just being like, I guess it works this way. And someone goes, No, it can't because then, mm. well, I guess that yeah. works that and, way. And Doctor yeah. Strange's line is basically the, the perfect like band aid for it. At least that's what they thought, which is like the metal. It's what, magic. What the, the, the metaverse, or sorry, the multiverse is uh, scarily. Unknown a concept about bit which we know frighteningly little yeah. frightening little yeah that that's the yeah. so that that's basically their go-to line to explain why no, none of this is particularly makes you wonder though why it, it would we why we why would we know frighteningly little about the multiverse if it's like well because it didn't exist yet last well, year so, so the problem <laughs> is true. that loki doesn't, <laughs> loki doesn't make like loki makes it seem like all time from the beginning to the end is sprawled out so like to them it actually no, yeah, would, uh, yeah. For the entirety of existence. No, I, I was doing a joke. No, I know you were doing a joke, but just to make it clear for everybody in the chatter Rooney, multiverse has always been a part of the Marvel Universe, technically. Well, just because they're only acknowledging from... it now doesn't mean that it didn't exist. The ancient Whoa, one Doctor Strange. Says it. Yeah, uh, that's right. There are infinite multi infinite universes. Um so yep. too bad, Kang. You you weren't fit. Which means uh, that there should hey, be. Hey, we need to fix the timelines, otherwise there are gonna be alternate no. timelines. No, there aren't. I don't Go know for what it. either of you said. Rags, finish, conclude your thought. So there should be an infinite amount of Spider-Man villains who know that Peter Parker is. Well, that's that's what they said at the end. Yeah, yeah that's, that's what they that's that's that. Yeah, that's what happens at the end. So only how they, only um, a couple of them get through, and then like it he gets controls the spell right? oh, okay. after a couple got through from the initial break. Oh, okay, all right. All right. I, I, I feel like the little spell controlling. That was the concern. That was the final stake. I was like, oh no. So many evil wanna, men are coming. I don't want to sound like a conspiracy theorist, but only the villains that came through were the only ones that had a had a contract with Sony Pictures. Isn't that weird to you guys? <laughs> mm. Did they all have? Huh. Okay. <laughs> wait. Wait. I was, I what? Was joking. It was joke. 
Well, no, no joke. But the, the only the only villains they got through were the ones that had but, contracts with Sony Pictures. My joke is that the only ones yes. that got through are the famous ones. Yeah. I guess what I'm now thinking, because you know that we had the Sinister Five, right? I'm surprised they didn't pull in a sixth one. They did just to get the number. Sinister oh, Six. Does that's sound right. Better. He just wasn't part of it. Yeah. <laughs> the sixth one got part. lost along the way, and then just got drunk. Yeah, because yeah, because I was kind of hoping that they'd pull in like that uh, we would get like at least one villain from like the MCU Spider Man to kind of round it out. So we have like a couple from the Tasm films, a couple from the one have Mysterio, maybe. Yeah, but yeah. like he, that, because he wouldn't be there for the same reason. It would just be like also Mysterio is here. Like, <laughs> yeah. yeah, and Vulture I'm isn't going to be here because he's he's a good man we, well not a good man but he's he's on spider-man's side of and it. we're already juggling quite a bit yeah yeah this, this could get really do. this could get really out of hand if they start doing that i mean the into the spider-verse introduced spider pig i mean you, you can go crazy with it but i think that they probably wanted to trim the fat so to speak and just kind of make sure that they kind of keep it slim enough i mean so that they wanted to save their bacon <laughs> yeah. I will say the film probably would have been it could have been improved if Spider Pig was there oh, yeah. swinging around helping out. Yes. Yes. Can well, you meet Howard? Let's, let's be honest. Strange. Live action Nicolas Cage playing Dwarf Spider Man. <laughs> Holy <laughs> shit. Oh, yes, please. Cool. <laughs> I would love it. I, I, I wanna I'm I'm just hyped for Nicholas uh, Cage to play Dracula. The yeah, man, I'm ready. Born to play. <laughs> oh um, yeah. I don't know if any of you guys felt this or if you felt that it worked with the character but i felt like flint was probably one of the weaker ones for acting and um the one that really stood out to me is when he he gets teleported by spider-man like the first thing he says is ah what is this <laughs> and it's like <laughs> yeah oh god that was, yeah, yeah. That was a bit off for me yeah yeah he was a bit dull uh i felt but i mean he was to be fair he wasn't given a whole lot to do so he was like, oh no, I'm trapped. This is annoying. He just felt like he was around. Yeah. A little bit. He yeah, was, I was about pretty to say. much just around well, for this film. Compare yeah. that performance with Lizards, where every line is awesome to listen to because it's like this. Yeah. Verify. I love the lizard voice, uh, the actor, but I, I got to say, he is the most useless villain in the whole the whole gang. He, did, he had nothing to do. So, like, they tried to give him a little bit later on i like but... when he sits on the couch and he makes the couch messy and he's like sorry it's mudman that's not sorry that's <laughs> mudman. yeah oh 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 sorry yeah mudman. in the truck i thought we were still out. talking about i still sorry i thought we were still talking about mudman i wow. got confused again oh get this guy out of here fucking ban right now mudman and dirt boy yeah, 11 month sub banned 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 you don't agree ban with anybody me? right banned. now caddy <laughs> you agree with me <laughs> So uh, the crazy thing is, is that now that Disney owns Fox and all the Spider-Man property stuff, uh, they could literally have a crossover movie with Anakin Skywalker versus Sandman, and that would be the most epic fight ever. Oh, well, Disney doesn't own Spider-Man. It's just a, still a licensing deal. Yeah. Well, we we have we have Star Wars Legos. You know what? At this point, Disney owns the world. Like, who's going to stop them? <laughs> yeah. Who's they control me. I'm gonna use the your character. The courts. It's not yours. Yeah, right. It's not ours. Whatever. They're too dangerous <laughs> to be left anyway. alive. You know, Disney. Um, I feel like uh, Anakin would like turn Sandman into glass, basically. Well, I, yeah, I'd like to see that scene where it's like uh, Anakin's like, I don't like sand, and almost like in a Batman like voice, is like, then you're gonna love me. And then, just, like, <laughs> <laughs> and then like the the bombs to show the trailer title. Um, 
I really want to talk about it, so I'm just going to move on now without a sacrosa. Uh, this movie, holy fuck, does it make fun of the Tasm films, and I enjoyed every minute of it. Uh, yes. So, <laughs> yes. first reference I'm thinking about is Electra sees Lizard, and he makes fun of him for his retarded motivation. <laughs> and I was like, yes! Yeah. <laughs> want to turn everybody to Lizards. <laughs> It treats the characters from the Tasm movies like they're victims of their own franchise. Yeah, kind of. Yeah. Like it, it doesn't, it doesn't blame the characters in this weird. No, like does that makes sense. Fault. It's not their fault. Yeah, it it's makes them the aware of fault. their. It makes them aware of their existence. But I honestly, I was shocked at how well they they handled uh, Andrew Garfield's Spider Man. I I loved how they work. They work with him personally. Oh, yeah. It just reminds me of how conversations would go when I when I was talking about Tasm back in when it came out. It'd be like Liz's motivation is so fucking bad. It like partially ruins the film. Not well. There's lots of ruins that film. But then they'd be like, uh, no, it doesn't. This is great motivation. Like he just wants to turn everyone to lizards. They go, no, actually, he wants to make everybody <laughs> evolved. And you're like, are you fuck. He wants to turn everybody to lizards. Into lizards. Evolved into lizards. It's fucking <laughs> stupid. And that's literally the dialogue. He wants to turn everyone to lizards. No, I wanted to evolve them to the next stage. <laughs> like, yeah, shut the fuck up. <laughs> oh, he's it was he's like the lizard Oppenheimer. It's like, I'm become lizard, destroy the world. This is a whole motivation. I don't want to understate, by the way. Jamie Foxx's performance made him so much more charming. So much better. Electra. He's way better. Like, he was like, yeah. Um, oh, yeah. Character. I think he says, like, uh, when he, try, he tried to turn everybody to lizards, it was crazy. <laughs> like, just had <laughs> crazy. I just, the part his, when he... his reactions in general are really funny. Like, yeah. when they come back to the dungeon and they start talking about stuff, and he's like, man, I love it here. I'm about to turn into pure energy. And yeah. Then, and then, oh shit, I was about to die. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Electro, is, Electro is much, and that that's like a through line of this film. Characters who had nothing to work with and characters who sucked got salvaged. Oh, like I, I would right, say Electro salvaged. has been fixed by this film. He's been fixed, absolutely. Oh, he's yeah. been fixed. He's he's like a good character now. I like I'm, him. A I'm lot. really I'm really sorry for Electro's uh, like Amazing Spider-Man 2's Electro's one fan in the chat who's really <laughs> angry. <laughs> it was terrible. He was, he was terrible. It was terrible. And then this movie and made something of it. it. Yeah. Yeah. They but, gave him a motivation. They gave him real goals. But his theme song tells him tells everybody his motives in the Yeah, lyrics. he lied to me. He hates me. Electricity. <laughs> Spider-Man is my enemy. What well, <laughs> like everyone keeps referencing this and I don't remember it and I'm not sure that I want to, but it sounds so fucking cursed. It's the song that's playing when he song. decides to, that he hates Spider-Man. Don't you know? I'm um, Electro. <laughs> Uh, and by the way, fair dues to Lizard. He he basically says in response like, "Last time I saw you, you had bad teeth and like shitty hair. Did you get a makeover?" Like, it's, it's, it's <laughs> highlighting how dumb Jamie Fox looked as well. Just like, yep, yeah. this is fun. I'm liking hey, this look, a lot. I have crap teeth. <laughs> now they're not crap because I fell into a pool. And then of course later in the movie, yeah, I mean, you guys, I, I want to fight an alien. I I like fought a, a lizard guy, a guy in like a a robotic rhino suit. <laughs> A Russian guy <laughs> in a mechanical rhino yeah, suit. Rhino suit. It's like, hey, you're amazing, all right? You're the negative self-talk, and it's like, it just feels like talking through the camera. It's like, hey, it's not your fault. It is. It is. It yeah. is basically goodwill hunting yeah, with we'll, Spider-Man. Um, it's not your fault. It's like, we'll, yeah, no, it's not your fault. We'll 
highlight them as we go through, but I would argue it's very clear this film is not only trying to make up for some of the mistakes from the Tasm films, but also acknowledge, yes, they were shit, but Andrew was yeah. Andrew wasn't. But Andrew wasn't. It's not his fault. Yes. I mean, having him appear before Toby and kind of giving him that, you know, big Giving him a meaningful moment. payoff with MJ, you know, and the Gwen Oh, thing. yeah, saving like, MJ. Absolutely. Oh, I thought that was great. Payoff, dude. I, oh, that, I mean, that. it's a, it's an, there's so many great payoffs in this film. Like, they do like, so much with such bad material able, to work with. Being able to do that for someone else when you fail to do it for yourself, but, but that other person is literally you. Like, what a... You don't, yeah, get to give, you don't get to deliver that payoff very often. Like, no, that is a very took, strange situation it. to be in. Yeah. But they, they seized made it. it. With, both, with both hands, they did it. Yeah. Because they the, cared. The, 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 the uh, what you, yeah, Tasm Sp Spider-Man's are easily the worst movies, but I, I'm like super, super happy with Andrew. Uh, well, we'll, arc, or Andrew we'll get there. this one. Don't get Dude, him. I mean, you don't get him. Well, yeah, I was about to say something else. I, I shan't. Yeah, um, my favorite scene. My favorite scenes with Andrew in this film. It's really, really good. So yeah, someone uh, just asked me like, Jay, Day of the Doctor. Like, <laughs> what do you want? I'm not gonna derail the stream for that. Sorry. <laughs> Uh, and it's, I think it's worth acknowledging that, like, that this very easily could have been a Last Jedi thing where, like, Toby's Spider Man had given up. And oh, God, yeah. Ryan would have done it. Ryan would have oh, fucking yeah. done it. <laughs> yeah, we're going to yeah. deconstruct you, your heroes. You, This felt like the anti Last Jedi movie. Yeah, we're well, going to respect kinda. the things that came before. Yeah. We're uh, not going to shit on anyone except Doctor Strange, but they don't know they did um, to, <laughs> to make all this stuff work, you know? Andrew would have been a psychopathic killer and Toby would have given up. He would have been like, there's no point. We have no right. That's no point. Be I, I thought I could be a hero, but there are no heroes. There are only villains and I'm one of them. And Andrew would be Fuck like, my will should be imposed yeah. on everyone. He, like, when they say great power, great responsibility, that's what May told me. Yeah, she's dead, isn't she? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there is a world, there is a multi, because there's probably other universes. <laughs> That's a universe where that happens. Um, Dude, I kind of want to. I kind of want to see the film where Toby <laughs> just looks him in the eye and goes, "Yeah, and she's fucking dead, isn't she?" Yeah. <laughs> right, that someone, out for a bitch. Oh, welcome to the dead relative club. <laughs> like, honestly, honestly, if I was ever making a film like this, I'd want to do like just a a worst possible line of dialogue take. For, okay, like, and just release that reel. It's like, yeah. I could have done this, but I didn't. The curse and take. <laughs> Don't test Re me. Release, just release that version of the scene. I feel like that'd be a really fun way to promote films like DVD yeah. release as well. <laughs> it's just Bully Maguire comes through the portal. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hey, we gotta, we gotta, it. we gotta save these heroes. I missed the part. That's my problem. <laughs> and then he throws the bomb at Peter and blows him off. <laughs> and starts dancing. He's like, yeah, yeah. Um. So Peter gets a call then uh, from Aunt May. Just everything's chill over in her. Um. What? What is? What would you call what she's doing? Her, uh, it's like a... Uh, wait, uh, May? Oh, it's feast. It's like shelter... Yeah, homeless shelter. Yeah, community shelter. center? Community center. Yeah. Probably the way yeah. Stuff. It. yeah. I remember it's, it's popped community. up before. I just couldn't quite remember what it was exactly. Um, you you got to play Spider-Man video game and then it will all make sense. Oh. Well, 
because it's in Far From Home, well, isn't it? The first, the... comics and stuff. <laughs> yeah. Oh yes, yeah. Spider-Man review is really good. Spider-Man's trying to. Uh, he's like promoting it almost to the beginning of Far From Home, and then we see it working that's there right. with Happy as well. Um, yeah. Yeah, that's how how uh, he finds the the place. I think. Well, yeah, because she's correctly. connected with Spider-Man, and so Norman went there, and I think uh, he. This is the thing about Norman is that um, the first information we get from him. Or at least for us, interacting with with Peter and May is he says, um, "I need help. I don't know where to go. Someone's in my house. Oscorp doesn't exist." And then he just says, "My son," and it just trails off. Yeah. And it's just like, oh man, yeah. this poor guy. Yeah. 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 And then she says, like, he's yeah. he's lost, but not like just in the cosmos. And then she says, "Are they all like this?" And Peter's like, "It's not my problem. Their chance of getting help is sending them home." It's what's best for yeah. them. And then she's like, is that what's best for them or for you? And she says, this is what we do. We help people. Which, uh... Obviously sets in, in motion uh, a lot of what's going to happen next. Mm-hmm. I, I felt that uh, Willem Dafoe hadn't missed a beat in 20 years. He did a nope. fantastic job. Oh, he was awesome. He was, he was awesome in this that movie. Really yeah, good. absolutely. He was like, smiling. really good. I, I uh, like when, when, when uh, Aunt May and Peter, when talking to each other, you could see uh, see him in the background just taking food, put him in the in his pocket. I didn't notice funny. that. Oh yeah, yeah, that was fun. <laughs> <laughs> like my only critique of of of, of Goblin and Defoe um, in this movie, if you can even call it that, is I just wanted more. I wanted even more. I would have had three hours of Willem Defoe Green yeah, Goblin in that up. character. Yeah. I mean, I don't think anyone. Was just I don't think on. right. Any of us would complain if they released like a four-hour cut of this movie, right? We the would Goblin all be cut, well yeah. on board with I that. I would probably want that. No. Except for... <laughs> <laughs> Except for Job. Uh, yeah, and then, so, when she's dropping... Uh, oh, wait, because, yeah, they all end up in the... Um, he takes him to the to the Sanctum Sanctorum, right? And uh, I think when she's dropping them off, she says, Hey, he trusts you. Um, which is just going to help build up how much she's got invested in Norman as a result of probably hearing his whole story before Spider-Man got there. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. Yeah, and then Doctor Strange turns up, I think. Am I missing anything? Oh, uh, wait, so they all no, talk they, about... They, they, they all basically figure out they all died fighting Spider-Man. Um, yes. And that that's the yeah. fate they're returning to if they're mm. sent back. Um, but and, and, and I think it's well-prompted, too, because... Uh, Doc Ock is like, wait, Osborne, you're dead. And then Jamie Foxx is like, well... Yeah. Uh, and then Sandman's like, well, no, Doc Ock, you're dead. Yeah. You died two years later. And he describes it as, like, the news report. It's like, uh, yeah. Green Goblin was impaled while fighting Spider-Man and you drowned destroying your own machine or whatever. And it's like, they realize yeah. that's the positions they're almost in. And then Electro's like, nah, bullshit. You know, I was about to turn into energy. Oh, wait, no, I was about to die. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, well. And then, uh, and then I think uh, Lizard's like, do I die? Like, what, what you, you know... Yeah, you he doesn't give him the answer for that. It's quite... Yeah. I like the delivery of it. Yeah. I, I enjoy Lizard's dialogue. Where he's like, Max, do you it's know, do I die? He's got an awesome voice. Oh, he's got a fantastic voice. I really like the sort of reverence between the scientists. Like, how... Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, how, like, Doc Ock really respected Norman Osborn and mm -hmm. everything like that. Like, yeah. they kind of know about each other. It's really There cool is like no getting around the fact that it is really cool to see these characters interact, because they never yeah. have before. It's fucking cool. Especially, like, yeah. between universes as well. Yeah. yeah. Um, but also, 
Yeah, and I think um, when the plan is explained, he's like, we're going to send these guys back, and you just hear Dalcock say, and then what? We perish? Because he's, like, aware of yeah. it now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I like how they kind of create the foreboding of, like, that's impossible. That's not Norman. And it's like, you kind of, you can really get the idea. It's like, oh, crap. Yeah, that it, that wouldn't work because he's dead. You know, even if I was about dead, to die. So, so yeah. it, was a, it was interesting to kind of build that up a little bit to kind of figure out the mystery. And you have um, Norman begging Peter to get him out of the cell as well after what we've just had. And it's just like, oh, this doesn't feel right. Feels, feels bad. Yeah. And I think that's what, um, that's what, I mean, you combine all of these little bits and bobs with what Aunt May's just given him as well, and just his general character. And we're, and again, with Doctor Strange moving forward without necessarily explaining or talking about it, setting up the spell, it's moving. And I, I just quite liked it's It's almost crescendoing, and then it just cuts as the web hits the box, and he just goes, don't. And it's just like, don't. This, yeah. sorry, this is the, the, and it's the one thing that I think, I think Doctor Strange would commit to doing that spell. He'd be like, I know that they can all die. It doesn't matter. We're saving the universe. Um, yeah. Yeah. That's what very happy says. with that. Very happy with that. Cor- that's like the only part. Yeah. <laughs> Where Doctor Strange it feel, is it actually feels oddly appropriate. I believe he would do that because that's the kind of person he is. Yeah, it's it's weird. It's it's strange in this film to be like, oh yeah, of Only course that's what Doctor Strange would do. I think a lot of people here would probably do that as well. I actually, we, we yeah. talked about actually, this. De- um, I think depending I might on the side... expertise, de- yeah, depending on our understanding of the situation, right? So, mm-hmm. like, we'd probably, like, depending on our understanding of how much damage them being here could do to the universe or not, right? I think that's the important thing: how much damage are they going to cause? And, and well, and if Strange said the... we've got twenty hours until the spell becomes critical, yeah. I might even be like, uh, I don't know if we should even risk it if we're that close. But if there, if there's no time scale, if we seemingly have as much time as we want, then probably yeah, worthwhile. Can... But it's like, yeah, shot. if he's if he's like, there's twenty four hours before the spell goes critical and the universe is destroyed, I'm probably like, yeah, let's probably push that button. I guess, fuck, yeah, let's not risk, we can't that. risk it. Can't risk it. But I yeah, can also why? see someone being like, of like, course we'll risk it, we're saving lives. And you'd be like, Ugh. yeah, but I mean... If- someone in chat said, she would murder us all. J. Long has run out of time, I'm afraid. Um, oh, off she goes. Uh, but She's gotta head off. It's been fun, sorry couldn't make it for the whole thing, but thank you very much for coming for three and yeah, hours and 40 minutes. Uh, yeah, it's a long what? time. Tell everybody what you're up to and where they can find you and stuff. Oh, um, uh, <laughs> I'm, <laughs> I'm not good at these. Jesus Christ! I'm working on a yeah. I'm working on some movie reviews right now. Uh, I the, Batman, you... the Batman, the Batwoman reactions I'm doing will start back up pretty soon. Yay! Your Dracula. We gotta start ours. Uh, hilarious as fuck, by the way. I can't believe that exists. Oh, I gotta see that. I still the... gotta see it. Oh. I love that. Not the yeah, show. Fuck it. no, your videos. Yeah. Um, well, we do still have to watch the show. Uh, no, I'm talking about the Dracula. Dracula? Show. We're not talking. Oh, we're not fucking oh, watching that. No, right. <laughs> okay. Yeah, that shit's. Uh, if I needed any reason not to watch that, that show, it was J Logbo's video. I, I, I have experienced enough. Enough. The <laughs> horrifying. <laughs> so I would fully recommend that for anybody who hasn't seen it yet. That was a new video you popped out, and um, you said you got. Batwoman on the way, and any 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 other bigger projects in the in the works? Well, some I like I'm doing this thing now, or I'm gonna um 
Like, like basically talk shit about uh, movie reboots. I'm doing uh, the craft. I'm working on the craft re- legacy right now, and then I'm gonna do the uh, Candyman remake, sequel, whatever the fuck they they fucking call it. And that I think that's gonna come a little bit afterwards. And then I'm gonna do um, the Space Jam legacy movie, that oh. one, and just point out and just point out why they're all shit in comparison to the the OG movies. One thing I really hate about the Candyman remake is I really felt they sugarcoated his character. <laughs> uh, I saw that one coming a mile yeah. away. <laughs> it was still good, though. I gave him a thumbs up. Yeah, that joke made me, that joke made me want to leave faster. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. Well, it's, uh, it's been fun. Thanks for coming. We always love you popping up, and um, good luck oh. with whatever you get up to. Goodbye, Job. Bye. Bye. Toodaloo, see ya. And we, by the way, are like 40 minutes into the film and... <laughs> oh, Jesus. Oh, man, we're fast. There's so much to cover, holy Okay, 50 minutes into the film. That's, you know. See how fast we are? We're just yeah, we're doing 10 great. minutes like that. Um, Bam. We just 10 minutes. Easy. <laughs> okay. so Not 60 much, minutes. We're almost done. So as much as they kind of mess with Strange, I, I kind of get the both sides of the argument. It's kind of like... I don't know if there's like an official argument for this, but there's it's kind of like the idea like, okay, you're stuck in the control room of a nuclear submarine. You have access to the launch codes and everything to launch World War III, and there's terrorists banging on the other door, and the, the rest of the entire submarine is compromised. You have a grenade and nothing else. What do you do? Do you kill everybody in the room with a grenade and de- thus deactivating the nukes? Or you know, do you try to save everybody potentially letting the terrorists access the nukes and starting world war three like what's the you know it's kind of like the 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 train track thing do you for sure kill 10 people and maybe send uh, save 10 million or you know what like i guess they don't really have the stakes as clear as they could have in the multiverse at least not yet you know how much damage uh these these intruders into this multi uh verse universe whatever uh can reek we already know it can cause a lot of problems because there's literally spider-man villains but uh in a way like is strange just kind of right just wanting to say okay it's too dangerous to mess with the multiverse let's undo everything and put it back to normal yeah i mean it's like the, yeah, yeah it's straightforward point. to me that this is something they would clash on these two characters yeah, yeah. <clears throat> now yeah they fight uh oh, they do my yeah. my quick assessment of this is it's not that I'm necessarily unsatisfied with the mechanics specifically that we see in this battle. It's that I'm broadly unsatisfied that Strange doesn't know how to defeat Spider-Man. Especially yeah. in Mirrorverse where he says, I'm in control here, it's, and then he loses. Strange so, should win. Especially because Strange is, like, Strange is fucking Strange OP as hell. Like, He's super, yeah, yeah you're right. He definitely should win. Super OP. Strange should, Strange should never have lost any fight that he's ever been in. <laughs> I didn't like his <laughs> loss to Squidward in uh, Infinity War. He, um, he, if you guys remember, he wraps. He could have uh, teleported Squidward into the sun. He could have like, done a lot of things. One of the things he does things. is wrap his his little whips around Squidward and pull him into him, which is the worst fucking thing he could do. Like, yeah, come to I'm me. Pull him into you. Yeah. Um. There's a lot of little yeah, things. Made Squidward forget why he was there. There's a lot of little things uh-huh. I like in this in this battle. Um, little touches. Now I guess we'll go. Yeah, there are. There are some things I like. Um, 
I mean, I like the fact, for example, Spider-Man goes to, you know, web a normal thing and port he opens up a portal that makes him web himself and get caught in, like, a loop. It's yeah. like, that's cool. I like seeing stuff like that. Um, so. mm -hmm. Yeah. Question that's with neat. that. Shouldn't he be falling anyway, though? He should fall... Because, like, he is the thing that's suspending himself. the bottom of the portal. Like, that doesn't, Un well, like, doesn't unless, work. Have you ever... Unless it's taut like as fuck. Well, no, even then. <laughs> it, would, it should balance yeah, on would, the... Yeah, like, would be it should balance on the portal's edges, The bottom right? of the portal, yeah. yeah. But, yeah. like, what happens if you try to walk... Like, that, you've never seen someone go to, like, the portal's edge. What happens if you, like... Don't if know. you put yourself halfway in the portal, and then go <laughs> out the other half, like, and then you walked into the side of the portal? Like, is it a physical edge, or do you get cut in half, or what happens... I'm guessing or does the portal just expand a, to accommodate you? It's a cylindrical you call this edging. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, assuming, oh, no. like, I'm assuming you can grab onto it like it's a ledge. I'm not sure. Yeah. yeah well, it, it doesn't like look like a like physical an... thing. It looks like it has a little funny warpy edge. I don't know. But there's got to be a point where the portal starts and where it stops, right? Well, the, well, what definitely shouldn't be happening is he shouldn't just be suspended there because yeah, like mm -hmm. it's like it's like seeing someone it's like seeing someone floating in the air because they're holding onto their own feet. Like, you that's that literally before? what it is. Like, imagine someone just grabbing their own foot and pulling themselves up, and they, they pull themselves into the air like that. That doesn't work. Um, Hate to break that to you. Easy. You think you know hmm? more than Doctor Strange, Jay? Wow. Yes. Wow. <gasps> so, yes. he uh, grabs Peter and puts him into the astral form, which, uh, upon further inspection, Mel, you, you were right. There's little lines... Coming off of Peter's head to, I guess, signify yes, spider sense. Because I, I double checked as well, and it's like little squiggly lines, and I'm pretty sure that's a that's a reference to the video games, I think, because that's why I. Remember I think a lot, them a lot of things. Um, I think that's from the comics originally, isn't it? Yeah. The squiggly lines. Uh, it was yeah, in Spider Verse. That's, that's, so yeah, that's how it's signified in the comics. Yeah. Of, yeah, a lot of them do that. The squiggly lines. Yeah, I just remember them specifically from some video game I played, like years, well, they years were in, ago. They were in Spider Man PS4. Yeah, but they looked very, very similar. Oh yeah, they were. They're in spite of us as well. What, what um, Mel, are you saying an old video game? Yeah, I, I think they were like in I can believe they were in like two games, too. even maybe not not like uh, transparent. I mean, if like they're that, from the comics, like that yellow. explains why they're in so much stuff, right? I mean, yeah, of course, of course. I just noticed that when when you got punched out, it's like, oh, there's like little squiggly lines. That's kind of neat. Are they like are they like very subtle? Because I didn't. Notice yeah, they're like tr transparent. You need, I think, you need to see them. You need to know about them. I think, unless you see them yourself, obviously. Because I immediately I feel like, saw well, them. do you want to try that again? Yeah, I just. <laughs> I have, like memes post them. It's like they're they're like black squiggly lines. Yeah, they're they're very they're pretty subtle. I would say for sure. Sometimes like, they're gold as well. I think it just depends on the artist. Mm. Um. <clears throat> So then we get, um, he's unable to grab the box from Peter because despite being in, a, in his astral form, his body is still reacting to avoiding someone grabbing the box with, with his spider sense, I guess? Yeah, I think that's yes. the a little bit weird. I don't know how weird yeah, that is. I don't know how that's meant to work, because I thought that we were going to get like a larger explanation, because sometimes Peter's powers are slightly mystical in nature, so that would allow, but we never really get more than just this display here, so I'm not yeah. sure. I thought that was a setup to some kind of explanation about something, like maybe his connection to different Peters across the multiverse, and I don't know, some bullshit. I think that was just meant to be Spider-Sense, like, hey, look yeah, at how cool it is that he can avoid getting the thing grabbed. Um, 
Yeah, I felt it was a bit weird, but I guess that's how that works. Like, okay then. Um, and then he sends the cape after him, which does tangle him up for a minute, and then he makes, like, he combines the cape throwing him into activating the mirror dimension, which is probably what I would have expected him to do first. It traps Peter in, in somewhere. And the yeah, choir just, sings just, just, it's, when it smashes, and he's falling through the world with Doctor Strange chasing right after him, and for a moment there I'm like, I am loving this. This is cool. <laughs> Yeah, this is really <laughs> cool visuals really, here. This is really neat. Really Spider-Man swinging through a New York that's a mirror dimension. It's awesome. <laughs> oh yeah, that's so fucking cool. It's a soundtrack. Soundtrack is killer throughout this whole yeah. movie, by the way. <laughs> yeah, the soundtrack is quite good. So many little touches in there. I just love it. Also, yeah. so I love uh, little touches. Just quick tidbit. <laughs> me too. Yeah, go finish. Uh, Drinka just finished this film. Do you guys want me to read out his his small review of it? Sure. Uh, yes. Sure. Are we going to be upset or are we going to be pleased? Well, I'm just going to read it. <laughs> so, he said, holy Up fucking please. shit, dude. You weren't kidding about Spider-Man. They nailed it. Brilliant film. I loved it. Yay. Yay. He Drinka was Yay. loved it. Back to positive review, everybody. <laughs> wow, what a cock. spider cock. spider cock. The newest spider character. I like how this, in chat spider you got cut. like, yes, no, sigh. Yeah, so many yeah, people in chat are upset. <laughs> it's, it's, it's a, I guess you could call it a divisive film to some degree. A lot of people, sure. um, I got the impression Jay Longbow did not like this film at all, I think. Uh, you know, I got the impression. <laughs> what gave it away? You know, listening. Listening intently. Oh, yeah. a... <laughs> you, need to learn, you need to learn to listen, guys. No. You must learn listen to listen. comprehension. You need to learn to listen to women. Um, now, yeah. I actually, this is what I meant when we first talked about this scene. I actually think I like a lot of the choices Doc Strange makes in this battle in terms of approaches to getting the box off Spider Man. But I guess I want him to do stuff that I don't think about. Like, that's the kind of character he is where I go, oh shit, that's a really cool idea using things I'm aware of. That's like the dream thing. But the thing is with Doc Strange is sometimes mm -hmm. he just does stuff and you're like, you can do, oh, okay. No, but no. Um, yeah, and like it, my, my, sorry. Uh, you know the multiplying himself to like one hundred strangers and wrapping things around Thanos. Like I don't know why he wouldn't have tried that on Spider Man, for example. Even before the mirror dimension, he could have tried that when the hands were just dodging him repeatedly. Like it's just like one gets behind we need, the other. We desperately I'll, I'll fucking it. need limitations for Doctor Strange, gang. Desperately, well, and this film yes. does not help. Well, establishing say, just limitations. give him fucking, just give him mana. Give him, make him yeah. limited by mana. I can I only cast twelve spells per day. Three fourth level spells. It's worse Six than third um, level spells. His limits are not only like base, he's limitless in this film. He's also defeated. Uh, with what feels it's just a little too easy for me. It's like saying that he understands the geometry and math and thus can web him in a way that was surprising, I guess. Like, okay. I, I, uh, yeah, it, I was not keen on that. I was just like, no, you, no, no. My immediate thought was a, a line from Star Trek uh, Discovery where it's like, this is the power of math, people. And it's just yeah. like, okay. I made that exact joke in the theater. I was. Yes. Uh, yeah, no, it, it's irritating because, like, here they are in the mirror dimension. Bear in mind, this is the very first time that Peter Parker is even aware of the mirror dimension. And Strange not only uh, describes what he's in and essentially possibly giving him some sort of clue as to, you know, how it works. But, like, he says to himself, this is the mirror, this is the mirror dimension. I'm in control here. 
So I don't see any way just, that uh, a spider boy can get out of that. I just don't think he should be able Doctor to Strange. beat Doctor Strange. I just don't think he should be able to. Yeah, no, I don't think he just... should, he could beat him in the real world, but in the mirror dimension, how the hell you beat yeah. him there? Just because they you know, showed, just because they were like, just because they showed him webbing him up, doesn't mean he, that it's plausible. Like, yeah, like unfortunately, I, I, well, I mean, we... I guess um, the only way to do it is having to is like something that really depends on superior reaction times, right? Because that's the only real thing that Spider Man has over Strange. Yeah, like my immediate thought was, okay, he he is kind of clever at the beginning, uh, not the best move, but when Spidey jumps away, he does a, a portal, another bounce, and portal and bounces him back to exactly where he was before on the street. As soon as you get Spider-Man into one portal, you could teleport him anywhere in basically the universe, right? So you wouldn't be any universe. Him. Yeah, but the, not, the idea... He needs the ball. So the whole thing of, oh, you know what's better than magic math? First off, not true. Uh, but second off, if we have, <laughs> yeah, this should be, this should be where math doesn't matter. Like all of your mathematical skills, all of your incredible intellect and geometry, that doesn't matter here. We're in the magic no. bullshit realm. This is this where is you're at your weakest. This is literally Lovecraftian. This is non-Euclidean physics. This is like beyond our understanding of math. So for him just to like, oh, because... There's so and so points. Let me just do some webs. I, I don't understand how his understanding so. of geometry helped instead of just webbing him up in general. He's like, I can now do yeah. geometry webbing. You're yeah. like, okay. <laughs> All right. What a, a, what a lame sequence of words. Yeah. But like, um, it should have it should have just been if if they really want Spider Man to defeat Strange, it should have just been Spider Man. Um, his reaction times are just too quick for Strange, and Strange can't deal with that. That's like explicitly the only thing that Spider-Man has over him. If he were Mephisto mm -hmm. and he deliberately loses because he wants Spider-Man to continue down this pathway, that fixes it, I think. You know, you're right. That does fix it. Take a Mephisto. I, I... And like, oh, it's, it's I... not too, it's not too late to retcon, gang. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't see any conceivable way that uh, Spider-Man beats uh, Strange, but I did like that he immediately tried to use. Uh, Strange's teleporter device into the prison and Strange was like WTF I created this prison just walks through the walls I did like that detail because it makes sense that none of his own effects would work on him basically but then not more than five minutes later he's trapped in the mirror dimension without a sling ring so well we, little... that, that is something that's been established since yeah. Doctor Strange they can't change that if you don't have a sling ring you are trapped in the mirror dimension yeah so that makes enough sense to me I just don't like how how he was defeated in this in the mirror dimension because that would be extremely disorienting for First timer Spider Man to even navigate <laughs> world. And like when, when, and when I was watching the scene, I, I I think I like the idea of Spider Man using his intellect to defeat an opponent that is much stronger than him. But this is a mis mismatch for that concept because even with his intellect, he should not be able to defeat Strange yeah. with the he has on display. I don't like. I don't believe that. It it just. I don't believe that the intellect helped here. I believe that this movie told me that the intellect yeah. helped here, and I'm supposed to buy it. It's like, uh, it's like, oh, we're in a, a crazy Lovecraftian dimension. Well, I know geometry. It's like that's cool, Peter. Thank, <laughs> well done. Good, that's great. But you're not winning this fight. Sorry. He knows geometry in a universe he's never seen before. That doesn't apply to Earthian or even our universe. Universal. Yeah, geometry. like geometry is kind of, I mean. I guess I guess he's implying. Oh, fuck it, I don't care. 
There was no like, like, crazy shit he needed to. There was no crazy shit he. God fucking damn it! Tried <laughs> 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 so many times now. <laughs> Go ahead. Be saying that. Go ahead. Uh, uh, the strange didn't even need any crazy shenanigans. The first thing he should have done is just put him in one of the cells immediately. Done. Yeah. 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 That is, yeah. yeah he sent him to te through Honestly, teleports like um, twice, and then I just like yeah, cell. Be a GG. lot more satisfied if it was an incredibly quick fight. If it was literally um, over and done in seconds, because Peter like very quickly takes his sling ring away and then uh, like webs him up in a way that he can't move properly. But then you don't get the big action set piece. That's the thing, and I think Marvel wanted that. Sure. Yeah, of course. Yeah, <clears throat> it's good. I, I think I think that would be a much better battle. Um, I, I think you could do a lot more with that, and even and they, even then, like. Um, I think Doctor Strange being webbed up in the real world rather than the mirror dimension is better as well. I think that's an improvement. Mm. The, fa the fact that he's webbed up in the in the mirror world, completely unable to use a sling ring because he doesn't have it, that makes it easier to kind of completely discount him. Yeah, you know he's not going to come back. Yeah, so it's that's true that way. But yeah, just the fact the events leading. I wasn't I wasn't mad at the result. I was mad at the events leading up to it because. Like there is a potential chance for Peter to completely catch him off guard, and take away his sling ring, and maybe maybe defeat him. But yeah, yeah. like that's the only way Peter's defeating Strange. Um, yeah, off guard. Um, but if like, they, the longer the battle goes on, the more likely Strange is to win. And the battle was quite long. Maybe yeah. right after he puts him into the sp uh, spectral form, and he tries to get uh, grab the the box. Peter just like or Peter's body, uh, I should say, just goes out and knocks him out immediately because he didn't expect him to move at all. Just punches him in the face. Yeah, <laughs> yeah and he, Peter's like, "What the fuck? <laughs> that was me." Now, now was that the the uh, spider suit doing that, or was that Peter? Because they never explained why he was able to do that. That's weird, right? We uh, I, I think it we... was Peter, but um, yeah, we did. We, talk we about talked about it. it. Just the the the, the spider sense. Yeah. Because we we had like the tingly lines and stuff above his head while he's in spectral form. Yeah, where were you? There's a whole conversation about it. Awful person. Yeah. <laughs> guess I guess I didn't. I guess I didn't didn't catch that. Band. But yeah, it, I I find that because like in the other in the other movies, isn't aren't his senses really heightened? It's not quite Daredevil mm -hmm. heightened, but like aren't his sense, senses and stuff kind of heightened in the other one? Here we only see a spider sense in particular, but I don't know. It's a, it was always a little little unclear as to what his abilities actually are in the MCU Spider-Man films. Well, I know in general, Spider Sense is supposed to just be is supposed to broadly be a heightened um, awareness of everything around him. So that's how he's able to like attach web lines without looking at things, for example. Yeah, wait, um, he's going to have something superhuman to be able to do anything close to what he does. Yeah. So. What I'm confused about is, uh, can spiders actually tell the future? Mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, yeah. What a stupid question. Did I loop back in time? <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, so, moving on, he comes back and he says uh, he doesn't know how long before Doc Strange will be back, but um, their tech is advanced, and he's pretty sure he can help these uh, assorted villains. And Norman mm -hmm. then says, hey, you know, I'm a, something of a scientist myself. He says the thing. He says the thing. He did indeed say oh my the god. Thing. He yeah. says the 2016 meme from I Can Ask Cheeseburger. <laughs> I was very pleased when he said the thing. I was very happy. 
Gonzaga right. was pleased. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he, he said the thing, the and it was a good thing that he said. Uh, I mean, I, I I love him. I thought that was a little cringe, but I, I, I understand that that's the crowd-pleaser thing to say, so he has to kind of say it. I like the part There's nothing cringe about it. It was glorious. He says, Trust me, Peter. When you try to fix people, there are always consequences. And then he goes, You don't have to come. And I didn't know you could talk. <laughs> yeah, I do, I, do, I do like that they acknowledge that he never saw him talk before. That was that was good. He just smiles that's at him. A great, that's a great line. It's just so casual. That's the thing that yeah. makes it. It's like, also, I, I didn't know you talk, talk, but that's cool. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, and he says, if you stay here, you'll have to deal with the wizard. And then uh, Electra says, well, I don't want to be killed. So what's your plan? And so... Simple. The plan is to take the lot of them to Happy's apartment to use the expertise of Norman and Otto and the machine, the replicator, whatever you guys said it was, fabricator, um, fabricator. to generate solutions for each of them that either depower them or, uh, well, remove their, like, assorted mindisms. Technological and about chemical cures. Um, and, of course, if they do anything, they will be sent back to their universes under the threat of That'll kill them. Like, that's how they under seem to understand it. Yep. Um, yeah. Uh, well, I, also, I, I think I, I didn't mention before, I think when they have the conversation, like, just coming back a little bit, uh, I think we get, like, a little bit of a sense where they were before they disappeared, at least for two of them. I think because Electra was about to become, like, the pure energy form, and then he vanished into this universe, and I think... Doc Ock was about to get his power Peter. done. Strangling yeah. Peter, yeah. So yeah, I think they give us a clue as my, to my where initial, they were. Yeah, because my initial thought was like, man, if they got here right before they died, like there's like no point in helping them because yeah. they'll die well, no, anyways. Think about them. Um, then, uh, you have to think, think about was, those then scenes. I listened. Yeah, yeah, that's what I was about to say because then I listened back to the, uh, to the audio. It's like, oh wait, it's like before they die and if they become good again and even if they get brought back exactly where they were it's going to be different for them yeah. except maybe for electro because if he just gets teleported back into a electric current he's probably going to die immediately unless That's he's just teleported back and he lands on the floor and exactly because we, we exactly uh, yeah yeah uh what would be different about doc ox ending because he did kind of also do the reversion um he will have turned way scene. faster and so he might be able to get to the machine before it's gone critical and turn it off no okay um i i found that that bringing like what four or five supervillains who've already tried to attack you into your own secure condo i obviously doesn't work out but i found that incredibly naive i don't know how better to handle that scene but it obviously didn't work out but like they're they're like outnumbered two to one with supervillains inside of a, an enclosed space and i think doc ock was still like angry he was just being contained by uh stark tech nano machines to make sure his tentacles didn't do anything right well i mean though that's they the dangerous the part squirt. of him but they, yeah and they, they have, have the well we had a conversation about this uh, did. uh the other day we, they have um they have the kill switch and their motivation to stay alive and to go back to their worlds so it seems to follow and, and the threat I'd of rather... dr strange as well exactly yeah, if you stay there, that's the first place is going to come back to. There is a risk, and I think Peter understands that and takes it and then ends up thinking that he made a mistake when the movie's point is you didn't make a mistake because your motivation was to help and you did everything you could. 
And also it's because... worth mentioning that because they have control over Doc Ock's tentacles, that's another layer of security um, there if one of the other villains decides to act up. And because people in chat are saying, why would you bring them all at the same time? Because if you leave some of them there, what happens if Doctor Strange comes back? They also leave then the those guys on, are just screwed. They leave Lizard in a, in a in a box in a vein. Well, doesn't in the Doctor Strange? What does Doctor Strange do to them if he comes back and finds just a few of them in the uh, in the cells? What's he, what's his plan going to be then? Well, so the concern is that he'll kill them via sending them back in some way, shape, or form. Does he not need the the magic box to do that? Well, he's Doctor he might Strange. Might be able to do it one by one. So we don't know if it's something it's something else he could do about it. We don't know if yeah he would just straight up execute them at this point. We don't know. I, I'm kind of, I think one thing could have fixed this for me. And again, this is my, my take on it. I think there needed to be better communication between Peter Parker and MJ because MJ, MJ and uh, best friend guy, I forget his name right now. Ned. Ned. Like, Ned. Ned. Yes, Ned. They were waiting on Peter's signal. They should have had a live stream of everything that went on in that condo. You know, we have cell phones, we have all this kind of stuff. And if anything went wrong, as soon as anything went wrong, hit the button. That's my that's my take on it because right like how would they know it went wrong? They even um, when their entire the entire com, uh, condo complex blew up, they still didn't press. The I'm button. still not sure that Peter would push the button when they all start breaking out. I'm not sure. But he told him say push the button. Yeah, he told him to do it once wrong. he sends them a text. Is that what he says? I think yeah, so that's what he says. Goes wrong. Yeah, they were mm -hmm. saying they haven't heard from him, and MJ wanted to push it anyway. And uh, that's the thing, we have to, would Tom's Spider-Man have decided at any of these points to push that button and he comes very close to doing it after May dies? Uh, I don't know. I, I, think, I think that was pretty, pretty poor decision on Peter's part, just to assume that he can, he can cure a lot of peas villains. There. What? A lot of peas there. It's just a poor decision <laughs> on Peter's <laughs> part. Oh yeah, <laughs> that's alliteration. <laughs> Confused the fuck out of me when you said that. I was like, what a piece? I do love me some alliteration. <laughs> there are a lot of peas. <laughs> and and obviously it didn't work doesn't work out. So he learned he suffers and obviously there's a lot of consequences from it. So I'm not I'm not unhappy as it played out. I just think that was a poor decision to think that that would work. And with no no like immediate Like it um, did work. I think he acted in accordance with his own priorities and ideals. And it did ultimately work. I don't think he, I don't think he did anything irrational um, or outside of his outside of his character. Okay, um, I think his motivation was mainly to keep them alive, and I think that that this plan was one of the best plans we can come up with with those parameters. We have to avoid the Sanctum Sanctorum. But it, it didn't work out, though. I mean, they they cured they cured Doc Ock, which was a great, which obviously paid off later, but. The rest of them, it went to hell. So well, they did, managed, it did they work out. They all got all cured. Of the cures that they needed. Um, yeah. Um, yeah. It, 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 it we're up on the cosmic scale. We're up. Out. We're not down because of just Aunt May. Aunt May makes that clear herself that she does not regret this having been the result. Yeah, I guess. I mean, it, it, if Goblin was going to turn either way, he would have done something sneaky, I guess. But had they been on like live stream, it's like, okay, as soon as you pull anything. MJ smacks the button, you're sent back to your own universe and you die. Like that that would be I think that might be enough for them to like, okay, well, we're basically a gun at this point. 
That's the thing, they always knew that that was a possibility. Um, and if you remember, Sandman wants that button pressed. Um, but he accepts that it's not going to be pressed until the others have given been given their cures. Because he's not actually a villainous person. But when things fall apart, he's like, okay, just press the fucking button. Um, mm -hmm. You got Electro, who gives in to his desire for power. Um, it was close. We almost had him, but it was Norman's speech that pushed him over the edge. Yeah. yeah. Um, we were close. We were close I to the whole thing. I was curious what they were going to do with him. Yeah, I was... I, it's nice to be kind of wondering, is he going to go bad? Is he going to turn good? What are they going to do? What's going to... Yeah, you know? I, again, I have to praise mm -hmm. Willem Dafoe as soon as, as soon as that whole Spider-Sense scene happens and he realizes that that uh, uh, Osborne is not Osborne and, and just like the grin, I was like, damn, he just completely steals that whole scene. I loved his performance at that point when he, when he the goblin comes back. And he's like, that's a sneaky trick you got there. I mean, it's like perfect. Like, I'm pretty sure, like, um, as for, I'm guessing that we're all going to align on this. I mean, Willem Dafoe, he does a, you know, he does a, fan, a fantastic job portraying Norman, right? Yeah. yeah. I don't know yeah. that he could have done that better. I don't know, like, if I don't know that he could have done any, if he could have changed anything to make it a better performance of Norman. But holy shit, him as the goblin. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, Amazing. That was next fucking level. Yeah. He was a little weak no, at times. Like, I can't Norman, but any Goblin. other actor doing that as that well. Yeah, he had he was a, he has a sound a little weak a couple points as Norman, but Goblin like he it might as well have filmed uh, Spider Man one a year ago. He hasn't lost a beat. He was perfect. Was he? He was de aged as well, right? I think I, th I think they they're all wrinkles, were. didn't they? He just he just Willem Dafoe is profoundly individual in his look, okay, and I think mm -hmm. that that uh, he, he he has a unique appearance. He does indeed. He came out of his mother's womb looking like he was fifty because he went from like wrinkly forever. Yeah, he's like forty to sixty, <laughs> I think, was the age. Oh no, an old man! Put him back. <laughs> Ew, change it, fix him. Oh, it's overdone. Um, <laughs> people are overdone. <laughs> I like to. Set in there yeah. too long. <laughs> I liked it when Aunt May said, "Do you want fresh water or salt water?" And <laughs> I think that joke what? wouldn't have been perfect if not for his response, which was like like a pause. He just goes, "Yeah," oh. <laughs> he because I didn't get it. I didn't get it. <laughs> fresh water it is. Like, yeah. <laughs> and the funny thing is, what makes that funny is that's not a particularly crazy idea compared to some of the weird villains and heroes in the world. <laughs> Yeah, and I, I just appreciate it as well. He's in evil mode, but he's still just like so confused by that question. Like, what? <laughs> I, I prefer I prefer his reaction much more to much more than just the uh, the question in and itself being asked. Um, I feel that, like I I'm not sure that I buy Ant May being that silly. Like he's a dude. He just has arms on him. I don't know. Um, yeah, they really leaned really heavy on the comedy this time. I'd almost say that they probably did more comedy in this one than the other two. Was that is that a fair assessment, or am I just? I'm like, not sure. There really was a lot of comedy in all three of them. Yeah, I'm not sure I can yeah. call it. I need to rewatch the other two. And with a joke counter, I guess. Like I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> and we don't get to count flash bursting in as a joke. That's no, that's not allowed. Not For a second, I thought you were talking about DC Flash, and I got very confused. Just that showing up out of nowhere. Hi guys, you I'm seeing my flash bursts. In. I no. too know Peter Parker's secret identity. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Yeah, I think Electro and Flint share like their investment and why they're here, and then they get into why like he's like, how did this happen to you? And he's like, fell into a vat of electric eels. He's like, oh, you're kidding! I fell into a super collider. He's like, huh? Better be careful we fall. What? <laughs> Such a great fucking line. I just like the difference. Like, I fell into eels, you know, and I just dropped into a super collider. Like, oh. <laughs> okay. And then they go a bit further with it later when Andrew Garfield shows up and he's just like, oh, Max was such a nice guy before he fell into a vat <laughs> that of electric eels. <laughs> that yeah, honestly feels like a parody line almost. Yeah, then the, re yeah. the response is great too. He just says like, nah, that'll do the trick. Yeah, that'll do it. <laughs> yeah. It's like, that's how my boy Gary died, you know? It's like, right? <laughs> <laughs> um, Small world. And yeah, then... Uh, Norman and Peter finish the um, the inhibitor, and Norman says, "Like when all this is over, you can have a job with me, and if you're willing to commute universes, like oh universes." <laughs> um, and then something I appreciate in terms of getting us closer to pushing Norman over the edge, which is um, he's like, you know, don't worry, Otto, it'll work. And then he says, "Says the man who turned himself into a monster." It's just like, and it just shows him Oof. looking down, like, eh. yeah, feels rude. And then you get um, a mean thing to say. Uh, a call from Happy This Mist where he's like, You let a cyborg with robot legs in my house and a guy made of mud? <laughs> Call me back. <laughs> Call me back. <laughs> <laughs> like they did. He's like, Damn it, I let these people in my house and now they're, they're doing all this with mud people and cyborgs. <laughs> I am curious what happened to Sandman in between films like is it, is it is the implication that he's just like like his powers are becoming increasingly unstable over time or something like that he just went to the beach hmm because he, he could go sand. back into human form couldn't he Even i think he became human i think the idea yeah. in keeping him in sand for the whole movie outside of when he's cured was to make the cure a little bit more impactful oh, yeah. to the audience it's yeah. like look he's not sand now and you're like oh um, yeah it's all over now all over now I mean, I'm fine it's with the idea that now. that that the process that turned him into a sand creature may have may like more and more uh, disintegrate him his like human form more and more so that he's like permanently sand over time. But I just don't think there was any reference for that. In the no, film, yeah. like I, I said, guess. I think it's just to help people who don't even know who he is. Well, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um. Yeah. Then then you get uh they've almost completed Norman's cure and uh I just I just quite like the dialogue where Otto is like. Finally, you know, no more darker half, just you. And then you just hear it go, just me. Just me. And it's like, oh, he's so oh, spooky. Oh, oh. <clears throat> oh, oh no. Oh no. Oh, line sort of did give it away for a few people, you know. Oh, come. Um, and yeah, that's the spider sense scene. Oh, no, don't come. We're, it's too late. Uh, Holland Spider Man just sort of. Like he's working and then he just gets up and the camera follows him in what's um would you call it a second person view, I think? Is that what it's called? Kind of, yeah. I guess. It, it's mm. probably one of those uh steady cam mounts that kind of follow that I, mm -hmm. I know that uh what's what's that one director? The director of Snatch likes to use it a lot. Um I forget his name now just now. Guy Ritchie. But, yeah, I know what you mean. Guy Ritchie, yeah, he does that a lot. He does it in the Sherlock movies too. And in Snatch, I think. Well, uh the camera follows him out into the room, and he's basically just staring with the the sense like sounds going off at all of the villains, and they're all given given some weird looks. 
He focuses up and realizes it's Norman. <gasps> bastard! He's like, that's a neat <laughs> trick, that sense of yours. Norman's on sabbatical. Oh, what a good line, by the way. It's on sabbatical. Like, ah, oh, you bitch. <laughs> you really think I'd let that happen? That's what Spider-Man should have said back. Ah, <laughs> oh, you bitch. I, I think, trusted um, you. And Otto is like, Norman, no. That He's like, shut up, lapdog. Which is cool, because he kept saying he doesn't want to be fixed like some dog earlier, Otto. Mm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, oh yeah, I realized that. He, he made says, the snipping gesture when he said that too. He says we don't want to be fixed. These are not curses; they're gifts. And Electro starts looking down at his little thing. Like, mm. Ew, little peen, little peen. <laughs> and he says you struggle to have everything you want, while the world makes you choose. Gods don't choose; we take. Which is a pretty cool goblin line. I like that. Yeah, contributes so much to EFAP. <laughs> um, it will have the first card if have. Oh, you Dude, fuck yeah. <laughs> but only in Green Goblin character. He can, he can come on as himself if he wants to. I'm allow I will allow that. I guess. Gay. But I guess. Um, but yeah, it, it all gay. kicks off. Green Goblin hits Peter into the staircase. Aunt May is running away with the, the cures that they had. Uh, as far as they created them, and Electro grabs the power source from the fabricator and blasts Doc Ock out of the apartment building, who is then seen by the uh, the helicopter outside and presumably chased off because he is currently at large for everything he did in the uh, in the freeway area. Motorway oh boy, they're coming! Oh boy! Yep. Um, and during all of the chaos, Lizard just jumps out of the the car. And, J. Jonah sees that just goes, did you see what that? <laughs> With everything else happening, there's just this dinosaur man yeah, running around. Like... It's perfect. It's like, whoa, this guy's a... Oh, a dinosaur man. Um, okay. <laughs> That's happening too. Uh, yeah, and then we get the fight for Green Goblin and, and Spooderman. Uh, well, the first fight. And man, is it just... It just hits... All of it's hitting so hard. All of their... Uh, yeah. Got two powerful lads just fucking each other up, while Willem Dafoe. Oh, yeah. Not a lot of, yeah. Is just it's one of the most awesome. violent feeling fights. Like it, 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 it does feels much, violent, much more like yeah. real violence than other yeah. Spider-Man fights, which are like you know pirouettes and cool acrobatics. This is more like oh, there's two dudes grappling grounded. each other and just punching yeah. each other in the fucking yeah, face. Yeah, ground bone just power bombs him through the floor. It's like Jesus. <laughs> Yeah, like every hit, you feel every hit without it like getting to like Zack Snyder Superman levels where there are like shockwaves happening every punch. Well, that, that makes me, honestly, that makes you feel less of the hits because it's like, it's an unbelievable amount of force at that point and I don't... Yeah, exactly. You know, you know, the same way that if you showed someone like get hit by a plane and they're like, ow, I wouldn't <laughs> feel that hit. <laughs> oh, and it's going to be worth mentioning because a lot of people want to bring it up. But yeah, Willem Dafoe said that the only way he'd do this is if he was going to be the one that's throwing the punches and involved in the scenes, even though he's like 600 million years old. I want to yeah. punch Tom Holland. That I want to punch for children for money. <laughs> <laughs> it's the only reason he did it. He wanted to punch just gets um, him, It helps, just gets though. Him way into uh, and beats everyone up for real. I remember thinking, I mentioned this to you guys when I was watching it, I was like, man... I'm not seeing the stunt double very clearly, so this is great, you know, and it's like, it probably isn't him a stunt double for most of it, which is awesome. 
Or like, yeah. yeah, I'm not sure if they would have used a stunt double for him. I'm assuming when they do the flips, that's probably not Willem Dafoe. That's him. That's him. I, if it well, is he's awesome. Capable of flips, isn't he? Well, I mean, he's just 61. I don't know if he's still if he's doing that at that age. <laughs> probably. Can... I'm gonna say yes. I'm sure he he did it. I'm sure he was he was throwing the punches and faking taking them. I just the you remember the one? It's pretty awesome where um Tom Holland he likes does spider webs at the top, pulls him up, they flip around, then he pull he fires them at the floor and pulls, and so it's like oh, this. Cool. Yeah, it's a really cool move. Uh, was that uh, yes. during the the second fight at the end, or this is that's the, the first fight? The first I assume one. that moment right there that was probably two stunt doubles. I'm not sure if either of them would have been on that one, but maybe. Hmm. Um, Epic and Poggers. When he's beating the fuck out of him, he's like strong enough to have it all, too weak to take it. It's just like, ah, oh, you're mm. you're fun. <laughs> like, <laughs> do it more. Um, yeah, we got to peek back into uh, Raimi Spider-Man with that. I was like, yeah, okay, yeah, taunting your taunting the <laughs> Spider-Man, your quirks, one-liners. I like this. Can we just have you eat the villain in everything? Just have his <laughs> Green Goblin be every villain. <laughs> yeah, it's like, it's like a Bond, James Bond. Not for long, Bond man. <laughs> <laughs> Willem Dafoe's face on every villain. Yeah. Uh, Someone do that right now. I mean, like, yeah. Well, if you're if, if anyone's like looking for villains, this is a fucking hell of an audition tape for Willem Dafoe, isn't it? Yeah. Um, and yeah, there's there's a part where he's getting punched by Peter over and over again, and he just smiles more and more as it's happening, which That's is laughing. fucking creepy. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> it's like, no, you're supposed to be hurt and stop it. He's, he's, They're <laughs> punching me, Spider-Man! <laughs> Do it more, I'm erect as fuck! It's like, okay, okay, you can leave. <laughs> it's kind of funny, right? Like, there was a whole other green goblet in, uh, in the Taz movie. It's like, nobody fucking cares. No, Bring there back wasn't. <laughs> yeah, this is... Wait, there was? Yeah. He was pretty Harry cringe. Was... Uh, pretty cringe. Yeah. Oh, I totally forgot about him. I completely forgot. I, about I just him. remember him going. <laughs> Probably a reason. Peter. He was. He. Uh, we don't talk about that, Peter. okay? Willem Dafoe is just gonna like that. He's done this. It's like he's already solidified it again. Like it took twenty years to forget about it, maybe, but that'll be another twenty before anyone's allowed to try. <laughs> Peter, you didn't give me your blood. Dude, I feel, 80... I feel like this is I feel like this has cemented him as classic villain status, right? Whereas um Doc Ock, um like classic character status, but uh, you know, he 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 does he does lots of different things in this movie. Green Goblin is just like yeah, I feel like um I feel like, you know, his first appearance, cool, right? Second appearance, very cool, but both of them in conjunction is just cementing him in like the, the fucking history of great villains. Yeah, I think he's fucking great. Um his his motivation in this seems to be to prove that uh, Peter doesn't want what he's actually doing here, and that he should actually take what he wants, which is to use the power he has to do whatever the fuck he wants. Because he's he, he actually Green Goblin's under the impression that Peter's only doing what he does because of Aunt May. Like the she's got him in. I think he says like uh, he's suckered you into her moral mission. Uh, and obviously the gods, you should just take whatever you want. So he's he's trying to prove, much like he did in the first Spider-Man Raimi movie, you're not so different, you and I, you know? And, uh, mm. there's a Joker element here, I think. Um, yeah, he puts off of Joker vibes, sort of. Definitely given the impression, and, um... I, I'm, I'm just sick of Joker, honestly. Uh, I, I do kind of just, I want more Green Goblin. 
I you know I, what would have improved yeah. um, his character quite a lot, I think, though? Is if on his forehead... No. They had... <laughs> <laughs> oh, and worth mentioning, as someone just said in chat, getting rid of the goblin mask, that was a great choice. Yeah, it yeah. was. Um, I don't as hate the mask. As much as I miss the mask, I think it's really cool. I, like, I'd lo I love seeing it. I love seeing yeah. his face a whole lot more. Yeah, um, especially as when he tosses the... The pumpkin bomb and the smile he makes with it, like, little, it's ah, oh, he's so great. I love seeing his face for a lot of the things he's up to. But um, it also. Go ahead. No, just saying it. It also probably lends itself to more live live action shots because they want to have actual faces on there. Yeah. And the one thing I I wasn't I mean, crazy about is when they go all CG, like a lot of the Spider Man shots that go all CG, and so like a little bit. I get. I feel a little bit less uh, connected to when it's just an all CG fight. So when they incorporate real actors into the fights a bit more, I think it feels well, a the, more grounded. The problem isn't when it's all CG, but it's when you can tell that it's all CG. That's when it's an issue. Yeah. Right? Um, but I, I, I do. I do feel like, especially later on in the film, when they've got all three uh, Spider-Man whipping around, I can feel like the frustration that all of these characters are, wear masks regularly because. Obviously, you want both the actors' um, face on display, and you want to be able to easily tell them apart when they're yeah, wearing, wearing which very Spider-Man is which. Costumes. Yeah, and I, I can feel like um, the frustration there of just like clearly, um, yeah. yeah I, I actually don't want these characters to be wearing masks, to be honest. I but, like general, I, I kind of, it's weird in this instance. I'm like, it, I, I don't mean. Um, well, as a general mean, trend, let me tell I, you. I just I'm want to clarify. Hate. I don't mean that I don't want the characters to be wearing masks. I can tell the filmmakers don't want the characters to be wearing masks. Okay. Yeah, you can tell. I was about to say, because the thing that I find incredibly frustrating at this point about the MCU is, like, they always want to get the masks off all the time with these stupid nanotech things. Like, hey, let's see their face all the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because, like, I mean, I feel like a good example is Infinity War. Why the fuck would Tony want to take off his fucking helmet? When he's fight, when he's you know in a standoff against um, Peter Quill, why would Peter Quill take off his mask so that he can talk? You can talk Spider-Man well. Spider Man, it's like there's no, there are very few reasons for you to take off your mask, but they want to because they want you to see the actors' faces. And if it was like, because you look at the Raimi films, it's like usually towards the end of the film, you either get the mask off or the mask has been destroyed so much that you can see his face. It's like. That feels to me like a much more organic way to get what you want, yeah. rather yeah. than "Hey, stupid nanotech, floop the mask is off. We need to see their face." Yay! Um, yeah, but, I hate and that. like <laughs> early scenes because, like, honestly, the scene between Quill and and Stark and Spider Man in Infinity War, it's not the most like emotionally like you know we really need to see the actor's performance for this one. Like, it's just you. The scene would be fine. Like honestly, just as good if the all of them were wearing masks. I mean, you know, it'd be better because they have no reason to take the masks off, and it would make sense, and it would be coherent with their characters more. So, yeah, you want to take off your mask to be very personable and particular, more charismatic, or to express vulnerability to open yeah, up. Yeah. So, like, um, it, like well, I think this is one of the things that Tasm does do well is when um, Peter sees that a kid he's trying to save is scared of him and instantly takes off his mask. It's yeah, like, yeah, that's a perfect reason to get your um, and that's character. The fact relate, that he took yeah. his mask off there is characterization for his character, right? You learn more about Spider Man as you see him decide to take his mask off in that instance. You see what is he prioritizes um very quickly, 
like that. Like, oh, this kid is in danger and he's scared. Okay, well, my identity can wait, right? He's probably not going to go around telling people who I am. He probably won't recognize me. So, yeah, this is much more important in this moment. Um, and yeah, and that, but in scenes where it's just like, hey, we need to have a quick conversation. Mask off time. Mm-hmm. When Peter goes mask off, he says the N word. No. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nice. And I mean, I like the masks that they have, you know, like, it's they're cool masks a lot of the time, but they always want to get rid of them. Yeah. It's got to be very frustrating as a director to try to get emotion out of viewers with masks. So I yeah. can understand why they want to do that. But yeah, it is kind of a trope. It's like, okay, you're in the middle of a battlefield. You should probably have as much protection on as possible. So it's it's a bit of a one of those things that they have to kind of sacrifice realism for emotion i guess and also like the masks are not impossible to work with like you look at vader right he's you barely see him without the mask on at all yet they're able to communicate what he's feeling with subtleties in how the camera is oriented or in body language or um other other ways so i don't think it's as it's obvious challenge for subtler details but it's not impossible to work with either i will say that we just easier for villains too we just got Mm -hmm. done saying that um it was a, an improvement to have Willem Dafoe's face as opposed to his mask in a lot of these scenes. Yeah, no, I know that's that's the interesting part. But I guess well, just, the thing is, I, um, he, his mask was destroyed, though, right? What I'm highlighting it. isn't yeah. the difference between justifying and not justifying. It's just that um, it seems that even though Vader is, we do get his, his emotions and stuff. It's like, well, in the instance of Willem Dafoe's Green Goblin, we want his mask off as much as possible and justified. We need to see his face. Yeah, yeah, it's it's a challenge. Like I remember uh, in the Dread movie, the Carl Urban one, um, you could he never took his helmet off, so all you saw was like his mouth down. But he manages yep. to do a lot of emotions and actually, you know, convey what he's struggling with, with just the the you know the bottom third of his face. So there are ways you can work with it. But yeah, no, I I agree. I think I really like how they subtly built it up too, because Osborne basically he never got rid of his suit but he broke his mask and then eventually probably found some like i got some homeless clothes that he you know probably got at the shelter and they just happened to be purple and green with like a like a hoodie kind of like a homeless person would probably wear right something warm comfortable and then eventually that kind of flies up and it becomes like a hood kind of like the comic book character and i thought it was a really look isn't it yeah Yeah. it, it was a very it was a very clever way of kind of organically setting up his new costume he didn't do a, a costume montage over 10 minutes. Could you imagine <laughs> how happened. cringe that would be? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, it, it worked out. It was I, I liked how they did that. It was it was subtle enough, but I could still tell like, oh, purple and green. You know, those are some interesting homeless colors. I wonder how that's going to play out. Homeless colors. Purple and green. Those Why are the, the, yeah, the national flag. flag of, yeah, homelessness. <laughs> Um, yeah, anyway. yeah, I was gonna say one of the other cooler hits as well was um, when Lizard tosses Peter back in. Um, he's on the ground, I think, and Green Goblin smashes him up into the ceiling. And on his way back down, he like jumps into him to then smash him down through the floor and then through the floor, through the floor. I think he goes through like several stories. Uh, yeah, it's yeah, like four or five. It's a pretty cool. The, the, and yeah, after that, uh, Tom is basically like fucking ruined. Like, uh, Green Goblin's like annihilated him. <gasps> yeah. He's very weak. I suppose it's time to Yeah, simply... you, you feel, yeah. 
You feel he's been battered and he's weak. Oh well, okay, yeah. Let's talk about that first. So one of the things he says when when he's got Peter by the like the throat is, "Your weakness, Peter, is morality. It's choking you. Can you feel it?" Uh, it is. Yeah, the he's the line that we were taking the piss out of. It's like, only weeks before. This is a line that was used in Doctor Who, and it was horrible. Um, but to be fair, it's not as bad in this as Doctor Who. Doctor Who's is uh, your weakness is morality, and then who responds? Mor like, no, in that in that um, so that one is um, the villain. The villain, who's like basically not been characterized at all, to be clear, just looks at her and says, "Morality was always your flaw." To which she responds, "Morality is a strength, actually." Yeah, like, uh, it's really crazy. That's worse. Meanwhile, in this, yeah, um, you've got two elements that I think work about it. One being that morality is like a a system we'll all have and use and stuff. And Goblin, I think, is genuinely advocating for how just go id, just just do whatever you want. Fuck any kind of system, and then and so highlighting like your morality is a weakness, and it's choking you while he's choking him. And um, you could argue that a lot of the everything in this trilogy for Spider-Man, it's his choices to do what is right, is fucking up everything all the time, um, which is just Spider-Man in general. Um, mm -hmm. And then saying, "Can you feel it?" Like, yeah, I, I can enjoy the performance. I think it's more relevant to say it, but I still don't like your weakness is morality. It's cringe. Yeah, that was a bit cringe. I'm glad you brought that up, Jay, because I immediately thought of that Doctor Who quote. I'm like, oh, it's, it's good that it's only coming from him, but it kind of makes sense that he, because that's his whole thing, like, he wants to kind of corrupt and, and pervert uh, the sense of justice that Peter Parker has, even if it's not his Peter Parker, he wants to just yeah. corrupt that. But my instant, still... my instant thought in the, in the cinema, uh, listening to that line is, oh god, someone's already tweeted this at me, haven't they? <laughs> yeah. Someone's already, someone's already gonna get mad that I like this, but not that other one. <laughs> I'm gonna have to explain context to, or, or, well, someone's, sorry, I'm not gonna have to, but someone's just gonna demand that I explain why I think that one of these is much worse than the other. Mm-hmm. Jay, how response... dare you not have a broad standard that applies to every situation? How dare you have nuance? Yeah. Fuck you. I, I think the, the motivation and the response is what really makes it much more cringe on Doctor Who than it is here. It's a little cringe here, but yeah. like, um, it, 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 it makes sense to the Goblin as well. Yeah. But it's like, but, um, it's, well, I understand what um, Goblin's motivations and beliefs are, and I believe that that is like something that he thinks is, is worthwhile saying to Peter. Whereas um, Tech Tayun is just like, what does she like? What does she want? I don't really understand her motives know. and how she thinks that, okay, she's, she thinks that morality is bad. Cool. She's a villain, I guess. It's like, I. It's like, um, Goblin, if you take out that line, you still understand that he believes that. If you take out that mm -hmm. line from her, it's like, I don't know what she wants, really. Mm -hmm. I don't... That is, from her, that's the line where you believe, where you find out that she believes morality is bad. Yeah, it's it's set up a lot better because this whole thing was kind of hedonism, right? Goblin was like, why should we answer to others? Yeah. We, we should live as gods, basically. So it makes sense, it makes more sense that and also, like, the imagery of him choking, like like Muller said, like him choking Peter, he's, like, choking on his his uh, morality or whatever. Aspirations. Like, oh, God. <laughs> hey. Darth Vader again. But, uh, I, yeah, it was a bit cringy, but I'm a, at the same time, I'm like, okay, no. I mean, honestly, there's no getting around it. Green Goblin was also pretty camp was always pretty campy, but we love yeah. him for it. So it kind of fits his character. And then... Um... 
I'm uh, it'll be interesting to see what you guys think about it, right? So like like he's he's got Peter by the, like he's pulling him up and it's clearly vulnerable as hell and May is there. She um she injects Norman with something. Um mm -hmm. I was curious kind of mechanically what's happening there cuz I think he said it didn't he like immediately says it didn't work. So I was a little bit like, think, what's, what's happening there? Uh, Without having so, was, it um, a, think was, the, it, was it a fake serum that he gave to yeah, him? I so sabotaged that... him. Right. Uh, yeah. Um, well, my interpretation was they were developing that counter serum, but um, they got they fucked it up somehow, um, and it was only the Tobey Maguire uh, uh, Spider-Man who had been reflecting on it for years at this well, point who would have had. I no, had a thought. Good. I thought it was maybe that Norman had sabotaged it to the point where that injection makes it so that he's like full goblin rather than half Norman, half goblin. Oh, that's what I assumed it was. Yeah. And so <laughs> her injecting yeah, that, that him makes yeah. actually makes him willing to do a lot more devious shit, which would explain what happens straight after, in a, in a sense. Wait, so, so that, wait, so no, that, that happens because... Cause they fucked up the ser well, so serum. So Norman or? would have been working on the serum with them, but yeah. Goblin would have sabotaged it to the point where remember because he's like, uh, you know, it'll just be you, and then he's like, just me. I assume. But why would yeah. he say? But why would he say it didn't work then? That seems like a weird thing to well, say. Well, it didn't work well, it with didn't the work intentions. As they intended. Yeah, Norman and remember, Norman. from their perspective, it didn't work, and he's taunting them with that. That's okay. why I'm pretty sure it's full. I'm pretty sure it's full goblin mm. for that, and he just probably completely subconsciously uh, was unable to finish the serum, probably due to his goblin, his goblin side just kind of sabotaging him subconsciously. And so I think that the, I think that his specific uh, serum was just a dud. I think that's what that's what I got from it at least. I, I don't think it was even making him more goblin, but maybe maybe you had a different read on it. Uh, I I, th I think you could say it could be either one. I I'm I'm not sure. I can't tell for sure which one we're supposed to th think is happening there. Yeah, I wanted to like go back and to look at the scene because in in my memory he looked kind of surprised it didn't work, but that could just be my memory playing tricks on me. I think um, he said I'm it's like, like oh, it looks like the old man didn't Cheap have an German memory. Yeah. Doesn't he, doesn't he say like does it seem like Osborne headed in him or something? Didn't he say something like some side comment like that? I don't have the movie in front of me, but I thought he said something like that, like basically like uh, pathetic, <coughs> pathetic uh, Norman couldn't actually make the cure. Didn't work. Haha! I'm so goblin. Yeah, and I think and he's like, that's the that's... and he says like I think he says something like he believed in her bullshit as well. It's something like that. He believed what she was yeah, saying. Yeah, I think that's mm -hmm, yeah, mm -hmm. that sounds right. I'd have to rewatch it. I'm so not 100 percent sure. Yeah, I got the idea that it just Norman failed to make a, a working serum, and it, it wasn't until all the Spider-Mans kind of put their the spider heads together that they actually figured out. Okay. Um, well, either way, uh, Aunt May grabs like a little thing. It just looks like some kind of debris, but it works as like a stick. And I thought it was a plunger at first. Tom Holland is. Looks like a, it looks like an, a weapon. Yeah, from I, thought, I thought it was a plunger. Right. Yeah, that would be like hilarious. I said, it's, it's something that was hanging there. Um, and yeah, uh, Tom Holland's like, run, please run, please run. And then the glider bursts in and fucking hits her pretty fast to the point where I don't know about you guys, but I was like, oh man. I think no. she should have died there. Yeah, that's. That was. Oh, that's quite a hit. Oh, I, in my, in my mind, that's not what I was going to say. But, uh, I, I, I was going to say. So the, the movement I... of it 
means that she's probably gonna have to have died from that, and if she doesn't, it's plot armor. And so when I saw that she was still breathing and got up, I was like, hey. And then I was like, oh. Oh, she's probably dead still. And I like that her wound was in her back, because that's where the glider hit her, rather than the bomb being the reason she died. I think the glider did kill her. It, mm -hmm. it did. It, I it did. Yeah, I assume that. that's what, yeah, it was, it was timed. Well, I th sorry, did. I thought you were saying that she should have died the second it hit her. Yeah, I, I think it should have. I just wait, but it's not like a big deal because she does I mean, die from yeah. it. It's just delayed a bit. I was going to say, I've seen humans take harder hits than that and survive for a little bit. Like, I, it doesn't sure. surprise me that she could, uh, you know, she only struggles to get back up briefly and then she falls back down. Mm -hmm. uh, the first stage of grief is denial. Well, I was going to say, like, <laughs> I mean, the imagine the adrenaline pump in and she just wants to make sure Peter's all right. But as soon as that's sort of dying down, it's just like blood loss. Blah, 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 going down. Yeah, my frustration with that scene wasn't her, it was Peter, because I, 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 that scene didn't work for me, unfortunately. I really wanted it to, but all I thought was, you're Spider-Man. Get her to a hospital. Like, you're Spider-Man. Like, I, I, I probably, like, backseat writing, but I would probably either uh, have her die, like, much quicker or get pinned by the goblin mobile the, the goblin gl glider it probably like, would be stronger if she was pinned by it you're right yeah th then we know that we couldn't we couldn't um, easily get her out because because it kind of just let her die I unfortunately disagree because i don't think i don't think it's let her it is in my it is in my mind let me let me reward that let me reward that he makes no attempt he makes no attempt to to bring her to help he yells for help but otherwise just has her die in his arms. I know he obviously doesn't want her to die, but I kept... One of the most dangerous things he could potentially anyway. do is move her at that point. Yeah. Look, could you yeah. imagine grabbing her and swinging her around when she's got, like, a massive wound? I was, was going to say, like, I, I'm not trying to be antagonistic. Like, really. like, I completely her. disagree with the assessment, like, 100%. Yeah, I didn't, she I didn't even don't... if he tried, she's not going to... Especially if he's emotionally traumatized by her peril. Yeah, and it's like in the last third of her even existence that he acknowledge, he's acknowledging that she's even dying. He's only seen her blood didn't right even before realize it first. she yeah. starts being incoherent once he sees the blood. Yep. Right, like there's just, there's something missing for me at least. Like maybe he tries to move her, and then she's like, "Oh, like like that causes a lot of pain." Then it's like, "Okay, I can't move her." That'd be enough for me. But he doesn't even attempt to move her. That's my that's my. Problem. Yeah, I don't think he would. I mean, he knows not. moving her would be in great pain. Yeah, I'm very glad he didn't try to move her. Yeah, I probably would have killed her faster. Possible I've been swayed back. Too, like a lot of people, I don't know why back. you would think that though in the first place. Though, like she's very, very badly hurt to swing in her the around back specifically. Yeah, like goddamn. And also, there were a bunch of police outside too with guns. And he did call for help the second he realized she needs it, which is the smartest help, thing yeah. he can do. Yeah, I thought the scene was excellent. I thought it was fucking fantastic. Yeah, yeah, I really liked it. I was, yeah. I was really into it. I was like, even when mm -hmm. I even when I was swung there, I wasn't I wasn't under the impression that the scene wasn't still excellent. But well, I could see how that would damage the scene All for right, you well, if if you thought that he didn't do much to save it. Yeah, I mean, uh, I, I, there I was know. there were moments where I was thinking, <clears throat> um, like where I was thinking, I'm not sure that 
like, should he be prioritizing trying to save her life at this point? Uh, but I, at yeah. no point was I really like, he de he definitely needs to be doing this instead. Like, that was my experience in the cinema. Yeah. I my thought he behaved totally like someone in his situation would yeah. behave. It's yeah. a hot take, yeah, and, totally and comments aren't agreeing with me, but I, I think there should have been some attempt. And again, like, if That's she was pretty pinned, hot take, yeah. if she was pinned, 100% on board. I just it, well, I, she wasn't. Why would, she was that, walking why would that work better? Couldn't he just like pick? He's Spider Man. He's really strong. That's true. And he but does like, lift like, up the glider at the like end. My, I remember. My, uh, like my, my my immediate thought was: um, anybody seen uh, Signs? I know it's not a great movie, but have you ever, ever seen Signs? I, mm -hmm. uh, yeah, I know uh, you're right. Like, yeah, yeah, like that scene. That scene worked for me because there's no way to get her out of being between the truck and and the tree. So something like that. Would it work for me? Like, and not let's say you shouldn't rip off signs, but I'm just saying, like, some some sort of obstacle where she, you know, the the the, the goblin glider is holding her in, you know, holding her together, or something, or even even Matrix Revolutions. If, if you've seen, what, this, if, so, what if she had a massive wound in her back? But she was walking around for a second, though. So yeah, like, yeah, you're, okay, you're right, so and then she collapses. Have... Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, it, for whatever reason, didn't work for me, and I hot take. But yeah, I I wish there was some some altered element to that where there wasn't an obvious way to get her help. I don't think there's her. an obvious. There wasn't way to an help. obvious That's way at all. Thing. You keep saying like. The, well, I'm confused. Why isn't it enough for you that um she's got the yeah. severe back wound and he wouldn't want to move her? I because you would want to final yeah. cord injury as well potentially. Yeah, if someone's got a broken neck, a broken spine, broken legs. And uh, also just like, if I'm spine. swimming around, isn't that just going to make the fucking blood go everywhere? <laughs> and it's going to be really yeah. painful? She's really badly hurt. Like, the best yeah. he could do is, like, slowly lift her up and hand her over to the police and hope that they the call for The best he could do is put pressure on the bleeding and, wound, yeah. probably. Yeah. He called for help. And even, and then again, if it's Spider-Man putting pressure on also, the wound. Also, Peter's not like, a doctor? Yeah, and also he's fucking freaked out. I feel like that's Absolutely. the big thing that's being ignored again. And didn't, um, he didn't call nine one one. I mean, I, I just he called for help. There's police outside. What? He yelled out help. There's police he outside. Yelled, he yelled for help once. I don't know. I I I well, he was I probably mean, emotionally we, traumatized say, watching we, his aunt we'll die in front of him. Yeah. Yeah. We need, we need to involve the context that he starts just asking her to stay awake and look at him. Because she's dying. Like, I don't, I, ca I yeah. cannot understand how you would say, that, like, oh, well, this you is, know. This is strange, not gonna lie. Like, this is okay. a kid yeah, with his mom dying. I, I like, just... I, I don't understand why that wouldn't be 100% in line with everything he values. He's just trying to keep her awake. No, I mean, I, I like both the characters. I wanted to have a moment there. I just for, didn't work for me for some reason. I thought that there were opportunities for her to get. So, I'm just gonna. Better. <laughs> this isn't meant to be like. It, it feels awkward when you keep saying, like, I just felt that it didn't work, but then you go back to, like, the arguments that we keep talking about. I don't know. Like, I, I, I don't know how, I don't know how she could possibly, like, what he could have done that would make more sense in this situation other than what he did, given who he is. I burst into song. <laughs> When I was, when Cell I was phone, in the one, bring the car, uh, 
he doesn't anyway, have a phone anyway, any, maybe any way any way possible to get your loved one to help that's what i would do or at least that's what he called like for help there's police outside i don't he know why that is yeah he was clearly emotionally traumatized they, by the fact that someone he loved was dying right in front of him in a crisis situation like that especially a medical one when you can't just save someone with your normal set of skills you are absolutely not going to just behave perfectly and i don't I, even I, feel I, think, like, I don't think i don't think, I don't think, think he does behave that poorly I don't even think the perfect decision would be to move her. No, like, I'm very, I'm very anti her. that. I don't know like, why you'd be pro yeah. that. Yeah, anti moving. Yeah. So like maybe he could put some wet, as like he could web up the wound, but who knows what I kind don't of thing that I don't think that's gonna work. <laughs> no. I mean, if it stops the blood flow, that isn't a terrible idea, to be honest. I don't know. I, I wouldn't. I yeah, mean, I unless it's severely hurt her inside of her body, and then she's just going to keep bleeding inside of her body, and then she's I dead. Mean, I mean, the, the top priority is obviously stopping the blood loss. So let me know. turn yeah. you around and web you in the back <laughs> to try and fix you. I just that to me I, just feels really I, dumb. Like, I'm not. I'm not. Argue, I'm not arguing for that. I'm just saying that that it it seems like there were other options. To try to get her to help other than yelling for help once i don't think there was she was clearly very injured there was rubble there was like policemen outside that he was aware of Fires probably through his senses because there'd been explosions as well because he blew up a whole bunch of stuff outside like i said and i just don't see the vast majority see the of the time after he realizes she's even dying is spent trying to make her stay awake and stay coherent yeah but he fails so she dies and and police outside doesn't e equate uh, EMTs outside. So I, I what? and what? did he no, go? Did he go no, no, no. So by uh, asking the police, the police uh, for help, police standard. Uh, by asking, there's, there's a good chance there's uh, medical facilities coming in with them, especially if an apartment building has exploded. Um, but calling to help for the police means the police then call the help instead I meant of to help. Yes, that's, that's why yeah, we're I'm, saying I'm it's police. police generally given medical training anyway at least on a basic level i would assume they have at least one person there ready for medical in, in, with considering the situation there's no it wouldn't make any sense for no one there to be medically familiar i feel like the fundamental is i believe that he did what he did like i don't absolutely look at that and go he's acting i think he better did better than most yeah yeah a little bit um and i feel like any other and I guess, I'm not sure, like, how much this counts for, but, like, the scene where he webs her wound feels stupid to me. <laughs> like, I feel like that I, takes I away not, from I the... did not argue for that. I did not argue. No, I'm, I'm just saying yeah. that, like, it's an example. Like, the scene where he does that, or the scene where he tries to swing her to a hospital, and then she's dead when, when she gets there. All of these feel to me like worse alternatives, there's, especially in terms of like an emotional impact. There's a guy in chat demanding we've shadow banned him because we won't address his argument, which is hilarious because I'm like, I'm just so focused on our conversation. I don't even know what's it's like. Okay, but he's saying like, what about the nano uh, tech's save move that Tony's suit has in Infinity War? It's like, first of all, uh, Tom Holland's suit's he's pretty compromised. We don't even know that he has that ability. And thirdly, they're not the same wound, my friend. No, they're different. Like all Tom has. Okay, yeah, like you've been unshadow pan. You've unshadow <laughs> Welcome to the light. Like remember, all the nanotech he has on his body right now is that little golden emblem that's going across his regular suit. So I don't think he's going to have the healing. I don't think that's going to do thing. shit. Yeah, the healing thing would be like a a part of the Iron Man suit specifically. And even yeah. then, like. Because if he had that, he probably would have used that, but I don't think he did. Well, it's not even the full suit. The full, from what I can gather, no, it's, it's not. Um, it's a little. 
this pieces like, yeah hey, the pieces on ox suit got moved back onto his current uh clean suit that's what i got the impression it was yeah like he's only got the logo at this point meaning he might have a little bit more armor in that area but there's no nanotech yeah. abilities displayed and that's probably it I think the scene is excellent. So, so as I said, it doesn't really matter if it ruins the emotional done. stakes. It's more logical to swing to an ambulance or hospital. No, it's not. It's, it, no, it is, I, it is not logical. To make the point clear, it is not a better idea to swing her to a hospital. That's no. like, I, I can't think of many things that you could do that would be worse. Like, that's... Uh, that might be the worst. best way like, to kill could, her. I, I could yeah. th swing her to a, a fucking... Swing her to the ocean. That's worse. I guess that's worse. But like, <laughs> I feel like you guys need to remember. Have, have Maybe if we ejected her into the vacuum of space, have you seen the give POV her in the face? Have you seen the POV shots in this film of MJ swinging around with Peter? It ain't fun. No, it's it's not a fun experience, and she's bleeding and really hurt. Hmm. All right then. <laughs> I just, I don't know, I feel like that's done. I, 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 I don't have anything yeah, else to I, I think so. I'm moving on. I'm um, moving on. No, I, I like I, the person in chat I, just saying, woo. <laughs> so, we got, uh, the dialogue Shadow band? I'm still on the shadow band part of my mind, this is insane. Yeah, Sorry, go ahead. <laughs> you shadow band I just thought it was funny, though. you kept repeating, I've been shadow banned because they're not addressing me specifically. <laughs> like, okay. No, just... like we're going through addressing every other person in the chat, you know. <laughs> Just making sure you're not shadow banned, uh, peoples. I've been shadow banned, He-Man! He-Man! <laughs> um... The dialogue. <sighs> oh, so much Norman has been shadow banned! Got, um... First thing he says, you know, this is before she's, uh, she falls over, he says this is all my fault. And, like, she immediately, like, if you just keep an eye on everyone's expressions, wants to make sure he does not believe that, and she's like, you did the right thing. They would have been killed. Mm. You did the right thing. And he says, it's not my responsibility. And what he's referring to, because she makes that clear, is what Norman said about the humanitarian sort of project. Meaning, what right does he, May, and anyone else have to decide who they, you know, like, I'm going to help these guys. I'm going to make a decision that goes against, because he says, I should have listened to Doctor Strange. And he's like, he's arguing, it's not my responsibility to decide they deserve to be saved. To which she says... Uh, you have a gift, you have power, and with great power must also come great responsibility, meaning that if you have the power to save these people, then you should use it. Uh, yep. and then this he, might and be my favorite usage of that line. And he, and he, and um, he just goes quiet and says, yeah, I know, because that's his, been his lesson consistently now since the moment we met him. It's, it's, it beautifully rounds out the trilogy, as far as I'm concerned. That that core of that basic line that what makes Spider-Man Spider-Man. Yeah, it's great. Yeah, I agree. Absolutely. I've, I've seen lots really of people good. be hypercritical yeah. of this line being delivered in this harmless way. I don't know why. Uh, I thought it was fantastic. Well well, if they're being hypercritical, surely if you don't know why, that's a failure on their part. That's like the whole job is communicating <laughs> that if they're being critical. So yeah, from memory, doesn't know. Um, I've seen people say that line's been stolen. It didn't belong to her. It belongs to Uncle Ben. <laughs> that's oh, a weird okay. It belongs to Ben. <laughs> Not it May. belongs to yeah. Fuck off. Belongs to as if that hasn't been as if that hasn't just been advice given to countless people throughout all of humanity. 
Let's... You should be responsible with your power. Uncle Ben invented that. <laughs> um, I've seen <laughs> people say it idea. was incredibly forced, idea. and and I think Jay Longbow said it was really cringe. Uh, I, the only a... reason that I think anybody would think it's cringe is because of the meta. I don't think you could say anything about it being like based on what's in the film itself. Yeah. There's definitely Let's look some at the Wikipedia page for with great power comes great responsibility. <laughs> Let's see. Hey, with great power hey, <laughs> comes great responsibility is an ancient adage at least as old as the 4th century BC in the illusion of the sword of Damocles. So It was first said by Uncle Ben and it belongs to him. <laughs> um, Uncle, I think Uncle you mean Benicles. Uncle Benicles. Yeah, um, <laughs> Uncle Benicles. <laughs> I'm, I'm, and I'm honestly, I'm keeping an eye on chat. I'm trying to be fair here. Like, some people have said it is cringe. Like, what? What's the argument? Out of curiosity. Yes, that's please. like fan service or something. I feel. I, I feel I a lot of people say it's cringe because it's such a meme these days. Because I, I, I couldn't get that thought out of my head while she said it. it's like, oh, this was good, but I just can't get the memes out of my head. I, for me, it was. Know? I was just thinking about how much this trilogy took their time to earn that line, as opposed to throwing it in. Yeah. Oh, supposed yeah, to throw it in. So you know how you know what would um, you know it would have been better if she if she uh, if she instead she'd said, "I'm something of a scientist myself." I'm something of an aunt myself. <laughs> <laughs> no, it would have oh, been no. better if. If, if Peter's dad was revealed to be alive the whole time, and then he said the line, um, that would have been the superior thing, I think. Then they wouldn't have said, yeah. or if Uncle Ben was actually alive this whole time, he faked his own death, and then he came back. It's never even explicit that he died, right? What if, it, what if he just, like, what if he just divorced Aunt May, and then he came back and was like, yeah, uh, power and responsibility and stuff, and then he dies? Uh, someone argued that, um... It's a bit cringe because it's implied in Civil War that Uncle Ben had already said it. But if that's true, that, then that it still lines up that it's a it's a message they're that he's getting married, repeated. Right? They were together. Uh, well, yeah, the, you could you could definitely head canon it that way if you wanted to. That Uncle that's where she got the line from to deliver to Peter. That Peter may have heard it from Uncle Ben before. But the fact that he says "I know," like that's what he's been learning over and over again. It's a really fucking hard lesson. It comes in loads of complicated ways, and that's, again, what I feel like the whole trilogy's been about, but um, the idea that he's heard this before doesn't make the delivery any less thoroughly meaningful, because this is the hardest test yeah. that logic has gone through. Because he went with the, yeah. what he believes in the end, and then everything just falls and apart. He, he's almost he, lost everything he's learned by saying, it's not yeah. my responsibility to help these people. He's like, of course it fucking is. Yeah, I, I had no problem with that line because I think that established later on, there's almost sort of like a cosmic destiny for every Peter Parker or you know Spider-Man variant to always to always have their quote-unquote Uncle Ben. In this case, it's an Aunt May to always have their MJ, or in some case, Gwen Stacy. Like it kind of seems like there's sort sort of like a pattern to that that Spider-Man and all and all of the multiverses basically. So I'm I'm okay with the idea in this case. Uh, Aunt May being the moral, the moral support for Spider-Man. I was yeah, I think per that uh, perfectly fine with that. This yeah. film argues yeah, like, that she's the me, core for him in where it originally all started, and then other people have just been adding on to it. To, yeah. to me, um, people who are mad that it's like Aunt May instead of Uncle Ben, it's like missing the forest for the trees of adaptation. It's like okay, we've what we've got here is something that captures like the meaning of the original work very clearly um, and very profoundly and very meaningfully 
it captures the meaning very meaningfully. I, I'm great at speaking. Anyway, um, but oh, but it wasn't uh, the same. It wasn't like the same character who said it. So bad. It's like, no, I, I, do we really want to make that our standard, guys? Do we want to make that the the the, the standard adaptation? Because like, and, and and it's also kind of it kind of sucks. But meme culture seeps into this. If you put an Uncle Ben into Spider-Man Homecoming, we would just be counting the minutes until he dies. That's, yeah. how, that's how memes work. So, whereas Aunt May dying here is is a um, is a like a shock. Is to yeah. a lot of people going to be oh shit they killed Aunt May. Yeah, that's a, it's surprising. So they're able to add new, uh, breathe new life into a story that's it, yeah, been told times. It, it really adds weight to the death that it is unexpected. It, it put, lets you put yourself in Peter's shoes of like, oh fuck, I wasn't expecting her to die here. Um, yeah. And, uh, and someone said, "Efap, then Spider Man doesn't need that line to be Spider Man," uh, implying we've somehow changed our position. That is still our position. Oh, um, he would still yeah, Spider Man if, uh, if Aunt May never <laughs> said this. What a stupid thing to say! Oh, God, Beth, I tried to true. <laughs> we are we're we're fine with Spider Man existing yeah, as Spider Man with was or without so that. So shit, you made Fringy do an impression yeah. of a train. <laughs> that's that's Look, it's, it's always like about the execution. If you do it shit, it's shit. If you do the same thing and it's good, it's good. Was that clear what? enough? Do I need to come closer? Yeah. Is is that? Oh god. My <laughs> ear balls. Come closer, metal. No. With no sex. No. <laughs> with or, with or without that line. Everyone else was doing it. Everyone else was. With or without that line, that's practically Spider-Man's theme. It's like his entire point. That that yep. he's coming. He's coming to grips with the responsibility of having the this power point to, make is a to be. You don't. You don't need the line explicitly said to have that theme be in the work. But oh, yeah. no, you don't. You don't. It, but, but yeah, it, but that is the theme. Um, yeah. But the fact that they worked hard over the course of several movies to get there. Meanwhile, everybody was like, "Who's not Spider Man? He's just Stark Tech. He's not Spider Man. He's not swinging around in New York." It's no like, one says that. Patience. Yeah. I don't recall the last time I ever heard saying, yeah, Gandalf and Moria, he was being too explicit to Frodo. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's, I've never heard anyone say that. So. Yeah. Well, now so I've heard someone say it. Like, yeah, you so just said it then, the idiot. Oh, no, no. gosh, darn. I, I ruined it. Up until I had mentioned no one had humanity, The first person to ever say that. <laughs> what have I done? Sword of Democles. So I've got to pop out for like just 10 minutes, so I'll just be right back. No, okay, bye. No. Put a pizza in the oven as well. Shadow band. <laughs> <laughs> well, um... Yeah, and that, that actually reminds me, uh, Rags, of that quote from Gandalf, the, I wish it, uh, I wish it need not have happened in my time, said Frodo. So do I, said Gandalf, and so do all who live in, to see such times. But that is not for them to this? decide. All we have to do, okay, all we have to decide is what to do with the time that's given to us it's a very similar kind of theme like yeah that's the thing that i was just talking about yeah 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 just the the yeah the quote that i, yeah. I guess you're referencing that quote but yeah it's like the motivational speech the yeah. the the morality that's instilled on the younger one by the wiser one you know it's i think that's yes the shorter whether, one by the taller one yes <laughs> whether you want to do it explicitly i think it was perfectly fine i, I think that like I said, yeah. it's sort of like a weird, like parallel cosmic destiny for all Spider-Mans to have that sort of character that instills that message to them. Maybe that's sometimes silly, but... people need to be told things explicitly, especially if you want the message to sync. Like, I... like if you want someone to really understand something, you don't use 
parables or metaphors or things. A lot of times you just you tell you tell them the thing. Well, I was gonna say I don't even yeah. I, I, like I don't even know that this is an example of that compared to what it, it could have been much worse in terms of explicit dialogue. But like she she's prompted by him using the word responsibility, um. So that's why she throws it back in and back at him. Like he he has the power to save their lives, so he has the responsibility to do so in that uh, scenario. That's what she's arguing, and he he agrees with her. Obviously, and that reflects her whole job being. She's just trying to help people every day, and the fact that she's encouraged and worked with him to help them as well. She just she fully believes in this, and she wants him to take it forward because she knows she's dying. And uh, yeah, he, I like it. I I, I just I yeah. think it's excellent. No problems with it at all. That was quite a scene. Yeah, and then she just starts saying, "I need to catch my breath," over and over again. Like, oh. you're dead. Yeah, well, surprised I've not seen more terrible arguments in the chat. Sorry, go. It was even uh, particularly <laughs> no. sad when he gets her blood on his hand, lifts it up, and then she says, "Are you okay?" Yeah, she's like, not. Oh. She's not quite. Like I said, she starts just like I think she she starts just like drifting off. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, he's just saying, "Please wake up. Please talk to me." And it's really sad. And dear God, thank goodness they committed to it. They didn't pull some magic Doctor Strange spell bullshit to bring her back, you know? Yeah. Because that's always something that you worry about with this series. Oh, are they going to come back? Is some horseshit going to happen through something? Hey, and then hey it... Rags, it's no, never yes. too late. No <laughs> one's ever really gone. No one's ever real. No one's ever really late. Um, it's also poetic. It's also poetic that she was the firmest believer in this, and she's the one who paid the the biggest price to it. Yeah, and that yeah. also like really drives him. It really, it really builds his motivation up. I mean, at first he doesn't accept that. At first he's kind of like, I don't care anymore. Like obviously that's a couple scenes later, but I I like his initial response where he's just like he doesn't care. He's like he's kind of lost his way for a bit, and yeah, he regains his purpose. And who better to bring him back? Uncle Ben. <laughs> two different Uncle Ben's come through. Uncle Ben myself. Just comes swinging on webs like Peter. I don't know why with the goblin voice. No, no, he, 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 like, the goblin like, voice. Willem Dafoe's face. They're Uncle Ben it's, Spider Man. It's Uncle Ben as Spider Man like, with a goblin voice. He like comes out of the corner. I'm something of a responsibility myself. Oh. <laughs> um. And then, yeah, we get uh, J. Jonah's speech while uh, Peter's watching it, and my god, the shots are pretty uh, suitable tonally for everything he's feeling, but um, uh... I thought that was a... Wait, sorry, uh, you were talking about the scene where he's in front of J. Jonah Jameson's uh, talking? Yeah. Yeah, I really, really like that. I like the subtle music behind... His voice was very prominent, like it's the only thing he's hearing right now. Yeah, and it's um, it's a viewpoint it makes sense. that makes sense for J. Jonah to have, but it's also a viewpoint yeah. that Spider-Man is currently considering, which is that everything he touches turns to shit. Yes. Wherever he goes, chaos and calamity ensue. Everything Spider-Man mm -hmm. comes to ruin, and we, the innocent, are left to pick up the pieces. Yeah. And this low point is the perfect time to hit him kind of with that message. It will compound yeah. his potential belief mm -hmm. that that really is indeed the case. And yeah, this scene kind of, will it, directly it, inform one of the last scenes. 
it also was messed up because it really hits them hard because it's kind of true. Like the whole uh, Washington Monument scene in Homecoming is his fault. He told his he told Ned to carry that device that was a bomb and it went off and nearly killed all his friends. The whole uh, glasses and Mysterio thing was also his fault. He trusted somebody and he, he shirked his responsibility and gave the glasses to somebody else, which led to, you know, near cataclysm. So like in, in a lot of ways, like he, he undoes the, the, the problem in the end, but in a lot of ways it is, it hits him really hard because that's a really valid critique in a lot of ways. He does make mistakes. He does uh, accidentally cause problems. So yeah, I, th I think that was effective. Awesome. Be right back. Gonna get a drink. Um, but yeah, so we're just we'll just be struggling at that point. Sad flisms. I'm strig. Aim and struggle. Yeah, and then they we Damn. just enter in with Ned and MJ talking about like their POV with a news report in the background, and then just a desperate desire to get to Peter, which eventually <clears throat> the portal starts to open, and they're like, ah, oh, the sling ring is tied at least in part. To like your um, focus and desire, and so they start focusing up. But Peter Parker, get Peter Parker in here. A portal opens, and a Peter Parker and does come through. Is standing on the other side. But his eyes are much bigger than anything we typically see in the MCU. It's like, wait a hmm. minute. It's anime Peter Parker from the Spider-Man <laughs> anime. Spider-Man. Peter, Peter Parker. <laughs> um, and yeah, so as Andrew Garfield arrives in this film, and pretty much everything to do with him is gold. Yep. It's oh, yeah. really good. Just like everything to do with Tom Holland is gold. And Tobey Maguire. Um, and Toby. Yeah. Well, I, fair, I, I, wasn't, I wasn't including him just because he hadn't showed up yet. Yeah, true. And Electro. Um, <laughs> There's a lot of gold in them, their health. And. Um, and Aunt May. Oh yeah. And Doctor yeah. Strange. No. 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 It's too far. I have returned. Oh hi. Uh, I guess I we'll was, just reference probably the biggest. He he. Uh, we're just we're just on Andrew Garfield coming in, and we're probably just gonna machine gun reference all the things he says and how they're really great. Uh, <laughs> yeah, he's yes. clearly invested I... in keeping them calm as well as because he's just in someone else's universe. <laughs> But at the same time, he's like annoyed that he has to prove anything because he feels like it's so obvious. <laughs> and so yeah. he, just, yeah. he just has these little like all. It's hard to kind of say, but all of his acting comes across as incredibly genuine. Um, like he's just a real person yeah. dealing with this. He he feels very real. Like it's um, I don't, I want to describe his dialogue as diegetic, even though I'm not sure that's the right word. Um, Maybe naturalistic. Yeah, he organic. He and he okay. delivers his line. You know, he deliver. He delivers his lines. <laughs> <laughs> he delivers his lines. Um, you know, less like a theatrical performer, more like a dude who who has decided to say these things. You know. Um, I I really really enjoy Andrew in this movie. I mean, I enjoy all of them. You know, but Andrew was the biggest surprise for me because uh, I was surprised how much the the, uh, the theater reacted to him coming on screen. Way more than uh, Tobey Maguire. I was actually. Well, I think I think basically him coming on screen is confirmation that the other Spider Men are coming, right? You know. Yeah. For a lot of yeah. people, it's just they've got to break the oh, other Spider. They've got to break the other Spider Men like 
seal, I guess. I think if Toby yeah. had come yeah. first like, and Andrew second, Toby would have got the biggest cheer. Yeah. yeah. Um, I, I, I just got back. What are you guys talking about? The arrival of Garfield. The Spidermans. Yeah. That's the loudest cheer that our uh, theater got. Mine too. Yeah. Was when Garfield popped up, people were very pleased. Yeah, was, yeah, we were just saying uh, that if, if he and Toby's introductions were switched, it probably would have been Toby with the biggest cheer just because it's... Uh, yes, it was like thing. the confirmation my, that the Spider-Man <coughs> are coming, you know? My my yeah, my theater was making noise right as, like, as soon as the portal opened and they could see him in the distance. My my, my cinema was going, ooh, like that. Ooh, ooh, mm. ooh. Uh, and I, <laughs> I was sick, they're going... What the fuck are they going on about? It's just he's Spider-Man. <laughs> they're about to like, you know, they're about to go and like, they're about you to go say... and reunite with Peter. And and why are they why are they all agitated? What the fuck's? But yeah, um, wasn't until um... we got like, oh fuck, oh fuck. Hmm? <laughs> well, I mean, my theory was actually the opposite, where it was kind of like an ooh when when Andrew showed up, and then Toby shows up, and then they lost their shit. So, I, um, maybe that maybe mine was an isolated incident though. Hmm. No, when when Andrew Garfield when Andrew Garfield came on screen, the entire audience did too. That's what happened to me. <laughs> Ew. <laughs> Whoa. That's nasty, bro. Uh, <laughs> no, I, for coming sorry. coming from such a doomed series, I didn't coming, to, to, uh, yeah, coming a little well, uh, from Come. such a doomed series as the Amazing Spider-Man. I was shocked at how great Andrew was. They completely redeemed him in my in my view, like. He, he was. was never, he I don't was think never I was a weak part of those films. Yeah, we got some references before we do conclusions. He's just a right. We haven't, uh, got, we haven't explained <laughs> anything yet, and everyone's supposed to do okay. that. Okay. Well, I, 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 you've slapped me a couple times because I jumped ahead, but I'll, I'll wait. But anyway, he was a good introduction. Really, like you said, really organic, natural acting. I like how he was like, "Hey, I'm Spider-Man," and I love that he immediately got, "Oh, yeah, string theory, multiverse." Yeah, I get it. Like he immediately got it because he's he's like a nerd and he thinks about this stuff all the he, time. I think so of I all of the really Peters, he is that. the one characterized as the most academically, like, science-y smart. Yeah. Yeah. So um, I love the fact that he got it immediately. It was That was great. I love that. Um, it's, like he, it's like a theory that he had had for years, and this just confirmed it. And so he was, like, immediately totally on board with multiverse. So I think that was a, a fun... Because you normally expect him to be weirded out. It's like, oh my god, who are you? I'm Spider-Man. You're not Spider-Man. Well, he but... to be fair, he had already been there for like two days to figure it out. Yeah. So it, it wasn't it, it wasn't necessarily instant. He was like, oh, I'm in the multiverse. Okay. Um, someone said they hated how Ned was able to open portals without training. He has to try quite a few times. And uh, in yeah. Doctor Strange, they do establish it's less to do with like some kind of mechanical muscle you're you're doing. It's more so it, like I can't remember what the ancient one says specifically, but much more about wanting it. Um, she said he had to let go or something, right? Yeah, because she yeah, puts him in like the Himalayas or some shit, so he has to open the portal to save his own life at that point. So that's how she gets him to do it. It's not like, you know, you you you're doing a punching bag for ten weeks and then you can punch better. It's like literally just a matter of your mental state. And Ned really wants to well, see Peter. Well, Strange was skeptical. That's why. Where Ned wasn't skeptical at yeah. all. Yeah. Like um, well, why would he be? You know, um, he's he knows exactly. Doctor Strange at this point because he already believes he's magical. Yeah, and he also already, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, so that you're not actually I, arguing I, I, this play, I, are you? It's like, rewatch Doctor Strange, bitch. That's how it works. I'm just following the rules. <laughs> my, my, my thought was literally just, when I when I saw this, it was, I'm not sure if Ned should be able to do that. I would have to rewatch Doctor Strange to check. 
That's how and I remember I'm it. I'm happy that... to trust Wumbo on this. Well, it's worth remembering that portals seem to be like the easiest thing you can do as a magician, you know? Yes, yeah, it's much more about having the yeah. sling ring than it is about having training. <laughs> no, let's stick Magic with is not balanced. No, it, yeah, I agree that it should be balanced better, but it isn't. That's how it works in Doctor Strange. Good thanks to Doctor yeah. Strange and all the other stuff, yeah. And, and there's, Remember, there's you can cast runes without even knowing what runes are, alright? That's the only thing Ned can do, he can't even close them by themselves. And he can't do them well, you know? Yeah. Like, it's not... No, I, I like I like actually like how they built it up because in the beginning, at one point, uh, Strange is like, you can't just do magic on your own kind of thing, like kind of dismissing Ned. And then Ned accidentally opens the portal, like after a little bit of nudging from MJ. And then he doesn't nudging. know how to... He doesn't know, <laughs> nudging, yeah. I'm sorry. Uh, actually, I'm actually sorry. And yeah, you should be. Um, and then... No, no, he, Jay. He hold the line. It, he doesn't... He doesn't... <laughs> <laughs> okay. After he manages to open it, he later on they, they realize they have no idea how to close it. But then after all of that, they manage to get Strange back in. And then after that, Strange is like, wait, did you just open a portal? And he's like, yeah. And he kind of gives like a slight... Great like, moment. That, yeah. was, that was like way harder. That was Basically, you get the, the subtext like, this is way harder for me to do. You, you little... Yeah, lucky, this is sort like, of... Like beginning hmm. luck kind of thing. Hmm. Yeah. Kind of thing from him, you know? <laughs> hmm. Yeah. Interesting. About as much respect as you're gonna get from him, basically. Someone said, "So it's it's not okay in Doctor Strange, but it's okay here." Okay, it's like so. That's not what we said. What? That's what we. That's what we <laughs> said. What, what no, we said that's definitely what we totally said. Were you you listening it. to? So, you so, nailed it, commenter. So, the idea being, I don't even like portals. I think that once you introduce them, it's over because Doc Strange can kill everything. Yeah. Um, Chop everything. You gotta have some rules, motherfucker. Um, but we got them, okay? And so if you're like, okay, but how do you use them? It's like, I want that a high fucking skill level. I want that top tier. And then Doc Strange went, no. I was like, Ugh. I guess that's just how it works then. And so the other films have now an obligation to follow those rules, unfortunately. Yeah. Now that that is established, either it could be, it could be retconned, and that'd be neat, I guess. Um, but since it's been established that portals are pretty easy to create in Doctor Strange, um, then yeah, it's fine for a character to pick up a sling ring and be able to create a portal. The I think the probably the best way to do it now would be to say that like sling rings are like super valuable and super like difficult to create themselves. That's the hard part. Right. And that anybody who has a sling ring can potentially use it. Oh email! Um, yeah, so to highlight for the person who's very confused, if Ned couldn't do it whatsoever, I'd be like, uh, pretty sure that's not how it works. Uh, no Way Home, you're kind of breaking rules there. Well, I don't know, maybe, because like it's still established that there are there are boundaries to casting portals, right? Like, it's not super easy. It's not, but it's not super easy, barely any convenience. You just have to put the sling ring on, yeah. and then think hard about where you want to go. Everybody is capable, uh, to some extent. As far as I know, yeah, unless I misunderstood that entire scene from Doctor Strange. I thought that, the, well, that feels contradictory. Like, I don't feel like the point in Doctor Strange is, yeah, only some people can do this. Feels against the message of that film, you know? Or, like, yeah, just the, it's like anyone the, can learn, but you anybody have to can be really want to learn. You gotta try with, hard. Yeah. But sling rings are not the one where you really have to try hard. Like, sling rings is, yeah, it's about a frame of mind that you could be in naturally. But you also, if you're not in it naturally, you have to train yourself to learn it. But like, yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know about you guys, but I just I was like, oh, that is kind of neat. That probably would happen. Yeah, if he's fucking around with that sling ring and he really wants to find Peter, and a portal opens. The only mechanical failure there is just the world assumed he was looking for a Peter Parker that wasn't the one he was looking for. Uh, 
which is yeah, like so you literally like Diagon Alley in Harry Potter. You just yeah. not specific enough, I guess. Yeah. Um, I well, really... I guess I can see how the world would be confused about that. Well, there's as well, three Peter like, Parker. As far yeah. as the world is confused, that like, yeah, that's the same person though. I I'm willing to forgive the universe for getting confused because the universe is literally confused right now. I yeah, know the MCU universe. universe. I can I don't blame it for being fucking confused as to what the hell is <laughs> going on. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah. Like so, he's he's like I'm, I'm Spider Man. They're like I don't believe it. But then she says, "Prove it." Throws bread at him, and he just goes. Why'd you do that? Yeah, he just like <laughs> lets it hit him because it's bread. You have the tingly thing? I do have the tingly thing, but not for bread. <laughs> That's great. Like, I love that. um, <laughs> a little bit. I already noticed this later, but uh, when he says like, don't throw the bread again, later on when he's attached to the wall, she does casually throw it while someone else is talking yeah, and he's really... just he's just shaking his head at it. Like, <laughs> throwing that bread again. Craw crawl around. So, no, I think this is plenty. No, I think it's pretty, it's pretty good. It's pretty plenty. It's, <laughs> seriously, like, I, I don't want to under sell it's just such a great performance in the littlest of ways because she's like crawl around yeah, just really crawl is. around no <laughs> no <laughs> and uh yeah uh when, when they're sort of chill with him and, and they're like what do we do she's like uh create more portals until you find the real one yeah. he just goes ouch <laughs> 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 ouch <laughs> which to me again feels like kind of a meta line just, uh, he's, oh, he's, yeah, yeah, yeah. he's the ugly duckling. He's not a. He's not the Spider-Man. <laughs> one. Just like, ah, this geez. might be. Oh, he takes the piss out of himself a lot in the movie. I love it. This will probably be a film we reference a lot in the future when we talk about acknowledging metas in a good way. Uh huh. Yeah, but a lot of people are going to say that that's your bias speaking rags because you like this. But with the other ones, you didn't. So there must be an but, inconsistency. But, so but it is good. You're right. The, but the compliment it's... is to dialogue that fits the characters and the situation, but also means something if you consider the meta. That's pretty cool. Well, yeah. I, I think uh, I think so. Yeah, because this this may be a topic, but um, so it's it's really bad when you look at like the Mandalorian the ending, and you think that's yeah. just awesome just because they did the fan service thing. It is equally as bad to think that something sucks just because it also has fan service to it. There are, there's a right way and a wrong way to go about doing this type of thing. I think this is Absolutely. a good way of doing it, and I don't think that the other movies are going to do it well. No, I think that they're going to take the wrong message from this mm. film. I think they're going. Yeah, that is a big worry. Yeah, people Charles love Xavier, this movie. Exactly, and that maybe they don't even quite grasp that it's like, man, they actually worked really hard. To make it meaningful here, and I don't know that it's going to be meaningful elsewhere. It's like the opposite. Once they've seen they've seen the success, just do the thing. Just yeah, cameos exactly. everywhere, multiverse. Bring them all in. So throw them in. Bring them in. Yeah. Hey, look. We can even have maybe Chris Evans come back to play fucking uh, human Johnny Torch. Torch. <laughs> human Torch. That Johnny, would be Johnny right? Torch. Johnny, Johnny Torch. Torch. Yeah. Would it be so cool Johnny if he met Captain America? Wouldn't that be great? That would exactly. be funny, funny, funny joke, funny. So it's not that's you're missing the fucking point. Like you are. Well, yeah, because there's a reason these two Spider Men are here, well beyond fan service. Um, of course, it, it, it's a question of not. It, it it isn't a question of the what you're doing. It's the how you're doing it. It needs yeah, to all line up. Because I mean, you know, the reality is this film probably was like. The premise was probably cynically created. It's like, hey, wouldn't it be cool? You know, wouldn't it be cool if we had all three Spider-Men? That'll make us a lot of money. But then someone got given that, 
and tried to make it work and they did. John Watts. John Watts did. He got handed this and he made it work because he gives a shit. What, a, what would I know him for doing? I'm not good with director names. Spider-Man. He, he did all the Spider-Man <laughs> films in the MCU. All in this, in this trilogy? Yeah, yeah, he made this trilogy. Okay. I got and now you, he's I got doing you. Fantastic Four, and I'm looking forward to that one now. Me too. I am. Yeah, I'm. Yeah. I want to see what he does with Fantastic Four. Here is his filmography. If you want to take a sneaky peek, I've charted his career on this filmograph. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he came from the Onion. He used to work on the Onion. That's crazy. Huh. Good for him. So then. Toby. Oh out. my god! And, uh, Toby. It went pretty well in my cinema because the reactions from the audience oh. timed just right with how they all went like, oh, yeah, I want it. And then they, mm -hmm. yeah. they went silent just right when Dad was like, oh, it's just some random guy. Oh, great, it's just some random guy. Hey, I just stepped through this, turns around before it was gone. Yeah. <laughs> it's like actually a random guy. Yeah. What I really liked about that is that they didn't realize that they are being called. They they thought they were the ones that were intruding, which I thought was kind of fun. It's like, sorry, but I, I walked through this thing. Like, yeah. they thought they were the ones who kind of, like, overstepped their boundaries, which I thought was a pretty fun natural reaction because they didn't know that they were being summoned through a sling ring or have any concept of what a sling ring was. <laughs> That's right. The Avengers don't exist in their world, as we later learn with the wonderful line... <laughs> I was part of the Avengers. The Avengers? Oh, great. That's great. What is that? <laughs> Are you the band? band? I love that line. <laughs> Honestly, I kind of wanted, uh, like, if I wanted anything more from, like, Toby, I would almost want more reactions to, like, the existence of other superheroes and stuff like that, if only to, to please that that very, like, that part of me that wanted Toby to join the Avengers back when the Nick Fury post credit scene happened all the way back when. Right. I mean, I guess, I think it's a cool dynamic to have basically two out of three of them exist in universes where there is nobody else. Gives yeah. our Spidey in the MCU something that he can give to them that they don't have. Which exactly, is the value yeah. of teamwork. That whole scene was really cool, though. Yeah. Could you imagine, like, if you, if if you said even a couple of years ago, yes, you're going to watch a Spider-Man film where all three of the Spider-Man from the different films come together to, like, fight all of the villains from the old films. Yeah, it's like, yeah, right, nah, we are. No way. They're not even in that. the world of work. Avengers, even in that gonna world. going to be three Spider-Men? Yeah, I, I feel like it, it, it honestly feels like a, a more unlikely thing than uh, the Avengers as a, as a concept. Because it's like, well... They're all kind of connected together. They're all part of a shared universe, so that's something. But, like, from different films that are spread out over the course of 20 years, no way. Now the answer is yes way. Now I get very worried about what's coming next. Yeah. Do you hear the rumor that they're going to bring Hugh Jackman back to play Wolverine? Oh, no, 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 no. no, no. He's done with that. I no, thought no. he was too, but I thought Patrick Stewart was done with it too, and it seems likely <laughs> that he's going to be in, in Doctor Strange. Cease and desist. Star Trek Picard didn't work out as well as he thought. <laughs> so he... <laughs> yeah, coming back, but if if the rumors are to be believed, like how can I ruin X Men yeah. too? I well, I mean, again, if people in chat don't know, the reason why they've been doing these reshoots has been stated many times for more cameos to get more people in. 
like more yeah. references because this. And apparently the cited reason was, well, look at Spider-Man and Loki. Look at the success that came from that. Now, I guess they've got more of a point for this, but from Loki, holy shit. Talk about a fucking bad influence. Yeah, but imagine imagine they shot this film and then they did reshoots (laughs) to include all characters. Like, imagine the fucking mess we'd have on our hands if that's how this had been made. Like. I mean, you know what? It's always possible that that could turn out well, right? Well, I mean... Well, in the case of this film, I think it was talked about that they were like trying to figure out the script as they were shooting it. You could see traces of that, but goddamn, does this film hold be- together better than you would expect for a film that yeah. was not finished when they were? But <laughs> so was Mission Impossible Fallout too. Uh, yeah, isn't it weird that Mission Impossible and this like are better written than most films that are scripted well in advance? <laughs> well, I, it does seem just like goes to Marvel- show don't plan. Which no. it, it, it <laughs> seems yep. like when you look at a lot of Marvel projects that like they don't know what they're doing. I think the most concerning thing is when the directors say, I don't know if that's canon or not. I didn't know about that. Yeah, I'm not sure what the answer is to this thing that was in my story. It's like, holy that's, shit. Man. How much do you not know? Like, you how should know you more than anyone else in your film. You? You're like, the god how- of this universe. You better you fucking are. know. Well, I mean, I'm, I'm pretty sure there was a, a, a person, one of the writers for Eternal was, like, said, yeah, I, I don't know, like, um, if they ever interacted with any other, like, Marvel heroes. It's like, what do you mean you don't know? You have to know. You wrote this. Just goes to show that just give this money to just fucking everyone they want, every, every single person they well, want Well, then to. why haven't they given it to me? Dude, I, I well, feel like you didn't apply. I feel like you it's a, give a more shit. deeply ingrained problem of, like, this isn't storytelling, guys. Like, you're just... You approve the projects, then you get the people to come in to make the projects. And you don't yeah. tell them everything, because if you tell them everything, then they might spoil something. So none of the actors know everything that's going on. None of the writers know everything that's going on, or the directors. And it's meant to just, like, come together. How's it possible? How's that even remotely possible to, do, so to many, like, consistently do well? Like, how are you so meant many... to get constructive feedback if everyone is getting different pieces <laughs> of yeah. this jumbled whole? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Hollywood is weird that way. Like, I've read so many different uh, production stories of movies. Though sometimes a movie idea will sit on the shelf for like ten years, and then it's like, oh, we uh, we want to do this, revamp the script, and we'll shoot it and get it done this summer. It's like it, it goes <laughs> from like slow, slow, slow development hell to like, okay, we got to get this done right now. We're shooting in two months. Uh, get all the cast, crew, producers, whatever, whatever it takes, get it done, and we get because we need a uh, a Q four movie or whatever. It's like. It's weird how it, it can be extremely slow to get things done, but also incredibly rushed to get to get to the finish line. Sometimes, I so. guess that's the uh, the business part of show business, right? These yeah. are companies like that IT need to work make money as well. It's like it's something exactly like IT work. No, it's time. It's time. Then all of a sudden, ah, uh, we need to do it now. Well, <laughs> do everything. It is this situation with Marvel where it's like they probably are the envy of the entire industry that they just have like an assembly line that is consistently like every couple of months, there's something new coming out and everybody really likes it for the most part. Cause basically everything from phase four has been received pretty well. Yay. Um, you can just, Especially about movie, Bob. Yeah. Like, uh, it's, well, I mean, you're yeah. Looking, yeah. Cause he, he loves all of it. And it's like, man, what a great system from a monetary standpoint where you have like 10 projects all at once they don't really connect together that well, despite the fact that that's the whole selling point of this universe. But it comes out consistently, and everybody likes it. And you make a bunch of money. Um, 
but you is got... this the best way to tell stories? Probably not. Yes. But have you but have you considered that Rachel Weiss has pigs though? Yeah, no, that's, that's true. true. She does have pigs in her farm, and ain't that neat. And then she killed, she nearly chokes one to death because she's a horrible monster. Um, she's a bad person. I saw, oh yeah. I saw someone saying it's really sad to see Eve defending this movie. They're coping so hard, which sounds like You're a coping. You're coping so hard the other way around. Like a great argument. I feel like that's coping. the immediate thing because you see people in chat. It's like ah, they're biased towards MC Spider Man. Man, your bias against MC Spider Man. I'm no, sorry. <laughs> I mean, I enjoy the film, but I've been very critical of it this whole time. Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah. People are just yeah. making I've... arguments. When people are just We've making been arguments, like when when people are just presenting arguments as to why it's good, and you go, "Oh wow, they're coping so hard." That's some of the actual <laughs> hardest cope I've ever heard. Like, come on, it like, is. I, it feels awkward because it's like it's not cope. I really like this movie. I'm not sure. Absolutely, that you can talk... and we can identify many can reasons why. The positions on uh on the writing as well. It's like, man, this is some well, good because, stuff. Because it is it is often very well written this film. Like Yeah, the character writing's really fucking good. So to, I don't know to take you out of the position, you would have to change the film. You would need to present some really compelling arguments for why the character writing isn't good. It should not uh, be news to you, anybody that we value characters like... above everyone else. So if the characters are really good at something, you should think that we're gonna probably rate it pretty positively. Well, you saw what happened with the yeah. Suicide Squad. We haven't even gotten to numbers for this film yet. Absolutely. We'll get that to the end. That should be fresh in people's memory. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I guess that actually reminds me a lot of the Suicide Squad and that uh, some of the arguments <laughs> in terms of character character is great, but, you know, some plot issues, obviously, with that film. So, laughing, uh, why are you laughing? Is, I want to know. I've been bringing yeah. up problems all stream. What the fuck? It's like you just haven't been acknowledging them. I'm sorry that I haven't seen your specific things in chat throughout the whole fucking stream. There are two thousand people <laughs> watching. Two thousand people here. <laughs> okay, give us your biggest problem with the. No, film. actually, yes, actually, yes. Do that. Go now. on. Let's do it. Oh, let's wait, do it. Wait, problem. just and it better be one that we haven't already conceded. Yes. Or, <laughs> or not one that we've not got to yet. That's not allowed either, right? Yeah, that ain't allowed. The biggest thing that we've missed and, and coped over. <laughs> Please state a coping example. Hopefully, we'll, uh, we'll temporarily... We spotlight, here you go. We'll temporarily unshadow ban all of you. <laughs> Grow up, Friggy. Oh, this is how chat Damn. looks like with... If you unironically use the term cape shit to describe all, like, superhero films, you're dumb. <laughs> Oh, that is one of those things I hear from people. I'm like, eh, it's like, oh, look at me. I'm an elitist. I think I'm smart because I don't like superhero movies. Yes. I like boring films. Hassan would be proud. We're literally asking you to present your argument. <laughs> we haven't banned anybody. <laughs> haven't banned you. And you're not going to be banned for it. <laughs> what? I've been memeing about this bandable shit for like months now. It's like, oh, good. Fuck off. <laughs> Jesus. So plot-wise, um, we get both the other Peters, and then they. Oh wait, I, was there? I don't know if would Jay and Frankie doing a thing with someone in chat or no? They haven't yeah. responded yet, though. Well, so <laughs> I don't know. Oh, they wanted the fucking spotlight. There we go. There we go. MIT girl never gets out of her car. Bomb goes off in Peter's face, and Strange doesn't grab the cube when he puts Peter in the astral room. So first of all, she tries to get out of her car, yeah. but it's locked. He and does. on the yeah. other side, she can't cement get out because the door is blocked I, by. I wish to wall. deliver it. Mm -mm. That was wrong. Yeah. Next one. Bomb goes off in Peter's face. It's like. 
Um, he is badly hurt. He talks about he's got fucking broken rib. But also, we know that people survived those because that same bomb was thrown at Harry, and he survived it. And he's human. Plus, Green and Goblin didn't want to kill oh, wait, him there. He wanted he to boosted. turn him evil. He was boosted, but still, it didn't kill him. So yeah. I guess all you can complain about is that well, it didn't horribly it also scar went his off... face, but he's got blood in his eye. Didn't one of them go off in um, Toby's face as well? I think it did, and it, it hurt yeah, him Yeah, it did. They it hurt, hurt him yeah. They don't kill you when they go off right. nasty face. These, yeah. um, these yeah. bombs aren't like super deadly, super big bombs. They're yeah. little bombs that do and little And then the bangs. third one, Strange doesn't grab the cube when he puts Peter in the astral realm. He tries, it doesn't yeah. work. Yeah, what do you mean? There's a there's very... I, I also, you, you typed in and it mutilated Harry and question mark and exclamation mark. So we addressed that. I guess you've moved past the first one that you were wrong on. <laughs> and on the third one, he tried to grab it, and it didn't work. And we were critical of that. Honestly. And we were critical if, of even that. Even if all yeah. of these problems, like, even if all of these problems were, Does like, this destroy the true, movie? I don't <laughs> think it would take the- I don't think it would take the movie down even a point. Yeah. Like, these- these Man. are all just, like, kind of small things that you, like... Well, I mean, I don't think- in the scope Most, of everything that's not even in this uh, film. accurate, I don't, I don't, and this is the problem. Um, well, look, if they were, oh, apparently, Harry had upgraded the bombs in Spider Man 3. So, the ones in the first movie, I guess you didn't use the vaporizing one, but that it didn't vaporize, <laughs> it blew up. It wasn't that oh, yeah, one, it, wasn't it was not a vaporizing bomb. bomb. To be fair, Goblin does honestly, the vaporizing, vaporizing bomb, we saw, and Goblin doesn't want to kill Spider We saw the Goblin doesn't want to kill Peter in this Peter. scene, he doesn't want to kill him. No. Yeah, he wants to turn him evil. Man, swing and a miss. All right, moving on. <laughs> and and I that do was embarrassing. So I do on. get a sense of that with with when I see people being like, "Wow, Longman should be tearing this apart, not praising." I'm like, I think you may be mistaken on what you think are flaws in this film. I've heard a lot of mistakes from a lot of people about what is wrong. I don't know. We're talking about flaws in the film. I don't know what. Like, I'm not sure what else. Well, yeah, you're we're talking about the strange was ruined. You're biased towards MCU Spider-Man because you don't agree with my wrong arguments. <laughs> That's kind of how it feels sometimes. Um, and, and there's more film to go. Believe me, we've got more criticism to come. Did someone just say... Someone just, uh, just, said, just said, lol, and then in quotes, you're just wrong. We explained thoroughly... <laughs> he explained thoroughly all of the reasons. Then end it with, you're just wrong. Like... I might oh. even kind of bring up uh, original Spider-Man grenades, because we, we don't see those vaporizing grenades in this movie, so... We well, don't know if he has just, multiple types of grenades. I think we would have seen a different animation if it were the vaporizing grenades. So it's not yeah. the vaporizing yeah. grenade, you know? Yeah, we, like he would have been vaporized. Probably. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We've, yeah, we've seen we've seen the explosive ones whenever Harry got his face blown up, like we said, and then so we know that when Spider Man got his first. face blown up in the first movie. Yeah, Peter so did absolutely nothing to stop Strange from performing the spell. Shake my head. Okay, we're out. Let's let's just carry on now. We already fucking discussed <laughs> this. We're just, we're just oh, gonna carry okay. on now. It's great. We're gonna carry well, on. everyone talk... everyone has just come in late? Okay, okay. While we're, while we're talking about fantasy, have you read uh, movie vibe reviews? <laughs> By the way, oh, so, so said, your insistence on dunking on chat is probably why your audience is ever shrinking. Uh, it's bigger than it was when it started, and we're never changing that. You guys aren't safe here. I'm sorry. Why? What? What kind of standard is that? That you you can just shit on us? <laughs> we address that. Like we're not allowed to do that anymore. 
So. Have you seen how much people have been complaining that we've not been responding to their arguments? And then we as did, well? and like, now we get in trouble for it. Like the whole, the whole, like, like you know, never people, be critical of your audience thing. It's like that doesn't fly here. Them. People were like complaining that we shadow banned them because we weren't responding to their arguments. Like <laughs> the first what, what? time that we did, that like, was wrong, bro. Bro, like I, I feel like I feel like, and I, you know, what? I acknowledge it's probably it's not all this, the same person saying all of this stuff, but I feel like someone's probably there picturing like a world where when we don't immediately acknowledge and just agree with the thing they said, that we are doing something wrong. There's some deep insecurities here. <laughs> I, I think I think it's just I just I think it's that they, they they these people haven't conceived of a world in which they're wrong, so they're frustrated. They're frustratedly typing the stuff in chat, and it's like, oh, if only they could, if only they were paying attention and seeing me, they would change their minds. It does it does feel a little bit like that, right? Because you're just like saying like, oh man, you're so fucking wrong. That shit. What a dumb argument. Jesus, you're being inconsistent. And then immediately someone's like, oh, you specifically like present your argument, and then you get like freaked out by that. And then they're but like, it's know. wrong like, to be critical like, of your okay, chat, by the way. Yeah, it, and it's it's okay that I... you it's okay that you did bad arguments. That's fine. Well, you we've know all, what? We've all done them in you our know, time. Well, I mean, it, it, you know, I'll just go. I got feelings too, you know. Like I don't <laughs> like when people are shitting on me. Like that's not fun. So of course you're gonna get know. your arguments addressed. Bring Especially out if yeah. you have feelings. No, what you're saying? Plague doctors don't have feelings. Wow. Wow. How dare you? What a disgusting, despicable thing to say. Jeez. What are you gonna do? Cry? No, you're not. You're <laughs> Dude, Fringy's gonna put some dirt in your eye. I was about to say. I've got a small critique coming up, chat. Like a, a, a like a relatively minor one. So don't worry. We're still gonna talk about Time flaws. To cope. Okay. <laughs> um, that was well, a great soundbite. Someone used that in a meme. So yeah. Uh, well, uh, next up, I guess, is when the the Peters meet. Well, the meat is Pete. Yeah. Don't talk about Peter's meat. Oh, I was, it was just a few seconds away from that joke. Um, you gotta be quicker. Very nicely done, done too. The... Around here. No sleeping around here. <laughs> uh, Ned and MJ give him a big ol' hug flumes first. And then they're like, there are other people here. And I, I kind of enjoy that Tom is just so fucking stressed out right now that even seeing them, he's just like, he almost thinks they're going to be antagonistic in some way. Because uh, mm. he's just so stressed the fuck out. And yeah. uh, one of the first things Andrew tries to do is explain that they're like a, a good source of help here, that they've happened to it too. And then Tom immediately is just like, please don't tell me you know what I'm going through. And oh, Andrew's uh, face when he says that. Mm. To be fair, yeah, all of their Andrew, faces in the scene. Just, yeah. Oof. Fucking Andrew carries that scene. I love Andrew in that scene. It's my favorite scene of the movie. I'm, I'm, I'm willing to see that he was great. I ain't letting it stand that he carried the scene. I think all three of them brought that scene up to exactly where it was. Yeah. Yep. Um, I feel like to say any, to say any Spider-Man like stole the show when all three of them are on screen, you just have to ignore the other two. Like, and I can I, understand anyone like focusing on their favorite Spider-Man. But just I because you are, I've seen a lot of that doesn't mean they stole the show. A lot of people are saying think, Andrew like, Garfield oh, has stole it from the other two, but I just don't agree. Uh, ironically, I, I keep seeing people say, "Oh yeah, my favorite Spider-Man um, stole the show," and that proves that they are the best. It's like I think you were paying attention to them because they were your favorite. <laughs> Probably. Like, well, here's the thing: like I never watched the uh, Amazing Spider-Man movies. I never did, but that's why I was so surprised by how much I enjoyed 
Andrew Garfield on this movie. Like I was like, God damn, he did so well considering the movies he came out of. So I was just it, probably the low expectations probably added to my uh, surprise of how well he works in this movie. So well, I already knew he was a really good actor, and so I but I knew all three of them were, so I was just happy to watch them do their thing. Yeah, all three of yeah. them are phenomenal in this. Like. Like Angel for something unique. It, it, it almost all three of them stole the show and shared it amongst and themselves. Green Goblin, <laughs> one for all and all for one. Probably a hot take, but I, I kind of felt that Toby was a little tired. Kind of like he wasn't fully fully into it. I think, in I think it was perfect. I, I think his tone with his experience and his delivery, especially how it paired with the other two, was just spot he, on. Was fucking brilliant. I think. He, I think he, he came really across as very wise and elder spider-man that was trying to be more definitely shepherding of the other two yeah i i, I, I like the elder spider the oracle yes they could have easily they could have easily done the kind of spry jokey it was spider-man for all three of them but i did i did appreciate that they kind of accentuated the difference between all three spider yeah that's what actually was, was pretty cool they're because, all unique yeah you get the sort of spry sort of uh excitable Gar andrew garfield with a kind of a dark a dark streak underneath and then you got the sort of really really currently emotionally just massacred tom holland spider-man right now and then you have the sort of you know he's been through a lot of stuff so you can kind of see he's wiser but also got some got some hurt underneath uh sort of toby but i don't know i, I of all of the three i always definitely kind of felt that toby was a little little over it but i don't know it worked I, for the I role i think it was just because his performance called for the least sort of um it's just the most subtle energy the i suppose yeah he's, yeah he's so too. his performance is yeah, it's just a his, he feels, his doesn't call um, for the same stuff as the other as, as the other two like you got uh holland's one has a significant point in his life but still so much of his life left garfield is like feels to me that He's been Love through so much, but still has so much to go and so much to prove. While Toby's feels like he's complete, and he's seeing these other two who are still yeah. in their dreams. Um, I think I think that's accentuated more so than in any other moment than in the moment where Toby. Um, I guess if we do skip ahead, where he uh, stops Tom, and you just see his face, and all of those emotions are in the face. It's like you you don't want to do this, man. Yeah, you, know? you know what the right thing to do here is. We've we've talked mm -hmm. about this. We know what's happening here. He is he is complete Spider-Man. He's Spider-Man who's finished all his arcs. Yeah, and he's not even... And now he's yeah, just he's helping not, other Spider-Men make the right decision. And he's not ordering <laughs> Tom to do anything. He just knows he's going to make the right decision if he pauses him here, stops him from making that final yeah. decision. We'll talk about that a whole bunch. We'll get there. It's, but, uh, yeah, the, keeping those things in mind, it, it informs a lot of everything they all say to each other as well. <laughs> My Aunt May and girlfriend are still alive, losers, Lamau. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah the the kind of monologue that Andrew hey has, what, what, i think it's an assumption that his aunt may is still alive when uh tom says that like you don't know what i'm feeling i and then like you kind of see that like you said that glimpse from andrew and then when he gets into the like kind of like starts opening up and says that there was something special for him and that he couldn't save her and like there's so much unsaid, but it's all just said on his face. I thought that was like, yeah. oh god, like that was just really, really, really powerful. Some of the best stuff I and I, I love. I've whatever I've seen of Andrew, I think I've he's done really good. But that was like, damn, he does so much with so little. 
Like it wasn't bad writing, but it was very, it was, he doesn't get into too many details, but I was really happy with that. And then how it pays off later, I was like really I think surprised the perfect, how well that worked. The perfect test for this is like, um, if you hadn't seen the amazing Spider-Man movies, would the payoff where he saves MJ still hit it strong? I think it probably would. I think would. it does. Um, for me, I think it's, I don't know, it hits way stronger having seen that movie, which is funny for me to think about. <laughs> yes, well, I, yeah. I, I, I'll, I'll clarify, I never watched the movies. I did see the scene with uh, Gwen Stacy, though, so I, I know what happens, obviously. Mm -hmm. But, like, having not had a really strong emotional investment in the movies, because not really even watching the full things, having watched reviews and stuff like that, I think I watched a YMS or something like that, but, like, not having really truly experienced or been attached to them, the fact that Andrew stood out so strongly was very surprising uh, to me, considering how how I expected that to be the worst stuff, I expected Electra to be cringe. I expected all that stuff to be really bad. But I was like, wow, that is this actually works way better than I thought it would. So I'm not farting. I'm squeezing mayonnaise. If you no, can no, hear no, that, no, that's okay. I'm okay with you. <laughs> is that what they're calling it? <laughs> that. <laughs> I don't know. I think I'd prefer if you were farting. Do you not like mayonnaise, Fringy? I really. What if don't I was? Like what if I was farting mayonnaise? No. I mean that's nice. That that seems like in liquid form. That's not farting. That's shotting. That's shotting. <laughs> no, that's just that's just no. That there's there's no there's no Fucking fart. There's what no if gas I was mayonnaise gas? <laughs> I don't know what. Oh my is. goodness! Is this, this a World War One battlefield? What is this? How hot would that have to be? Like, what is mayonnaise's boiling point? How hot? Oh, yeah, it it'd probably just be fart temperature, I suppose. Would it be? Yeah. I so I think it'd be really it. hot. I doubt it. I would have to be much mayonnaise gas. Well, rags. You do understand that like fart gas is not the same as like water vapor, right? They have different boiling points. Yeah, there are we talking we about the boiling points of farts. I'm talking oh, I, about the boiling think, points um, of, uh, of of mayonnaise. I think the question we <laughs> have to ask here is mayonnaise. I think the the important question we need to ask here is is mayonnaise gas literally just um, mayonnaise that has uh evaporated into gas or is it something else hmm. is it just mayonnaise flavored gas um but if it was ma flavored i don't it would it, so then it's not mayonnaise it would be like some other compound yeah well so does mayonnaise, mayonnaise even stay mayonnaise when you when you boil it into a gas um i figure it would probably or, or would it like div divide into its component parts or something? What what is mayonnaise? Like, what's it made out of? Uh, ninety percent vegetable oil. Okay, so what is vegetable oil's boiling point? Uh, so I I, I put the answer in the chat, so that's five okay. seventy degrees. Fahrenheit. This is the Ray Bradbury story we never got. Degrees Fahrenheit. So like, <laughs> that, so you 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 would need an ass that is as hot as an oven to. Have oh, mayonnaise. so I could do it. I've I've got one of those. <laughs> <laughs> Oven man, that would like I feel like that would set all your clothes on fire constantly. Your underpants would be on fire all the time. Oh, I get them made specially for my epically hot dump truck. Right. <laughs> so Spider-Man. Well, so we, we if you've just Total. tuned in. Total <laughs> shift much. <laughs> um uh, but yeah, so one of the first things Tom tells the others is uh, these guys are from your world, right? So you deal with them. If you kill them, that's on you. I'm done. Yeah. Uh, very it's close like, to pressing the button. And so they explain 
their stories, what led them to their darkest moments, and how they press came the mayonnaise back button. Press the mayonnaise button. It's like pressing the Whopper button. Um, we're really, really off, off. <laughs> now, aren't we? The uh, what, what what Andrew says. The um, I tried to go on because I know that's what she would have wanted. But at some point, I stopped pulling my punches. I got bitter. I don't want you to end up yeah. like me. I was like, oh shit. Yeah, that really hard. I I Good that shit. whole thing, like I, I it's weird because I really really wanted to um be in on the scene with Aunt Megan. I'm not gonna bring that up again. But that didn't hit me. But the scene hit me really hard. I was like fully in on andrew and i've only seen him on screen for like what five ten minutes at this point i was very surprised just that that writing that subtle all the things that were unspoken i think really made this performance by andrew really really top tier in my in my book Did, um john john watts should make amazing spider-man 3. honestly I mean, i'd be down yeah. for it. i'd be down for that yeah <laughs> yeah this kind of well, makes me i mean you know what, you know what would be even lovely. fucking spicier take is if um is if I were to say John Watts should make um, Spider-Man Spider Four, the Raimi one, um, yeah, or you then it wouldn't be Raimi Spider-Man everybody 4. right now. Oh, imagine, yeah, imagine how. <laughs> no, what well, would even more to happen? <laughs> I would be very excited to see that film. Well, so something that um, I think. Well, I think I would be very excited to see Sam Raimi Spider-Man Four. I would be very excited to see John Watts make Raimi Spider-Man Four. But I think I'd be most excited to see them co-do it together. Well, you know when Multiverse of Madness turns out to be god-awful? I'm assuming when, no, nobody's going to blame Sam Raimi. Everyone's going to blame the studio. No, it'll be the studio's fault. Yeah, because yeah. they... Well, apparently they, well, they started shooting without... Well, um, well, this film did that, but it, this is the exception. But uh, apparently they didn't have the third act sorted out when they started shooting that. that one. I think based on, based on the amount that's crammed into this movie that was almost certainly all crammed in there by studios who wanted this stuff there and how good it turned out, and based on how poorly uh, Spider-Man 3 turned out, I think we can just fairly confidently say, especially if Multiverse of Madness is terrible, it'll be even more confirmation that Sam Raimi, while a talented director, is probably not very good at working under studio limitations, whereas John Watts, I think, is excellent at working under studio limitations. Interesting, yeah. That's the less controversial. Yeah, I, I think that's the take what I thought you were going to say. Well, like, yeah. unless people want to spend, defend Spider-Man Three, which currently is our only piece of evidence. What did you think I was going to say, Fringy? I thought you were going to say that John Watts is a better director <clears throat> than Sam Raimi. Uh, I think they have different Ooh. skill sets. Yeah, see that? Yeah, because like, <laughs> that's that's uh, that. that would I know be which one I prefer. Spicy take. Yeah, you prefer Sam Raimi. Prefer. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, 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 yeah. No, it's also just John Watts, uh, but <laughs> like, um, I I do think that like yeah, I I think it's pretty clear that like, what the, the studio limitations? What what are the studio limitations for Spider Man Three? That it had to have venom in it. It had to have venom. That was the limitation. Oh, what a fucking easy limitation to deal well, with. So that's yeah. Yeah, that's, <laughs> it's just something that's been talked about. This film had five villains. That one had three, and it didn't even need to have three. It just needed venom. Um, yeah, but he wanted Sandman and Harry uh, Green Goblin, so he put Venom in as well. Um, but even with all three, it could have worked because it worked here. 
Though maybe you can make the argument that these ones rely on a level of history and establishment that we already well, they, have. They also rely um, on a shared um, purpose for being there. They, they you know, there's true. a shared thing That's between true. them. Whereas That's if uh, if you want to do like if you don't have that, then you've got to set up all the villains individually. Mm -hmm. um, well, I, so, so yeah, there are different circumstances, but yeah, holy shit, dude! Like, I had to put Venom in my film. It's not like. It, it, it's it's not bad because of studio interference, right? Well, it, it sucks that the limitation was imposed, but you could have made it work. I have well, to especially yeah. considering all that's wrong with that. That has nothing to do with Venom. Well, like, oh, yeah, I, I agree with Rack. Yeah, there's loads wrong with that film that Venom has like, exactly. Yeah. yeah, nothing to do with yeah. That um, would have been bad, Venom or not. But so, like, what was that? How could you say like not like Spider Man Three, but like No Way Home? It's like. Well, oh, because uh, it's a better film. Good. It's a much better film. Yeah. Pay attention it's... with your eyes and ears. It's so awkward to me. <laughs> Glad like, I could clear that how, up. How many times have <laughs> seen like MCU shill stuff in there when it's like, dude, haven't we spent like, you know, we the think last, most of it's like crap? nine months just shitting yeah, on the MCU relentlessly? Like we don't even want to watch the shows because I like I don't want to watch the shows for the most part because I just fucking hate them. Yeah. I legit don't think that there was there's been a good film like a good film since it's, like it's just Ragnarok. <laughs> like I'm not even sure the Infinity War counts. These people, well, um, well, Ragnarok has issues, but like the thing is, yeah, um, does, I think I that these people's only defense against like seeing MCU Spider-Man praised is to just dismiss the people praising as MCU shills. It's I like, guess, but like, sorry, man. The, it was really. The, I mean, I find this one odd so, because they're saying like, "How could you like it?" It's like, dude, everyone in our sphere pretty much likes it, except Shad and Jay Longbone, from what I've gathered so far. Because mm -hmm. this is a ninety-nine percent like, on Rotten getting... Tomatoes. That's nuts. I mean, it's it's nuts. Really when like I found out Gary liked it, I was like, "That's the ultimate test." He fucking hates MCU Spider-Man. Like, oh yeah, I did. And if he's liking it, like you know, you know that there's something going on in this film that's can I at least say special? Something that resonates at the very least. Yeah. And um, that's not an argument for how it's good. That's just an argument for, like, you must have noticed, like, this is getting liked more so than Far From Home and Homecoming got. Mm -hmm. I've got, I've yeah. heard more praise for this film than the other two MCs. Definitely heard Absolutely. more. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely heard more for this. And, like, over the course of this conversation, that it's gone up for me. My friends I'm like it is the single one. most useless thing I've ever heard. It's the the point being if made. If we're saying is, that a lot of people like it, then it's that's not the, <laughs> the point being made is not that people like it so it's good or anything like that. I don't know what like I even accounted for that and they still said that was my point. Maybe they'd already typed that out by the time that they, they heard But it that. wasn't my point um, to yeah. begin with because I was responding directly to people being like, How could you like this? It's like I mean fucking everybody does. I don't know why that's shocking to you. I don't even know that that's really like much of a point at all. How could you? It's, I don't know. People yeah, it's like, how could how could you like this? Um, people like the Snyder Cut. Yeah. Funnily <laughs> enough, the I mean, MCU shill argument. This is basically like the same argument from the opposite side of the coin. Where if you don't like Snyder Cut, you're an MCU shill. If you do like, um, if you do like this version of Spider Man, you're an MCU shill. You just can't win either way. Like all I guess, are, I guess the lesson of the story is if you're from, right, yeah. you're an MCU shill. I don't know. It's, it's, it's console war arguments from like ten years ago. Yeah. Where if you ever said a single thing positive about PlayStation, you were a PlayStation fanboy. 
you ever said a positive thing about Xbox, then you're an Xbox fanboy. And people would do these things like one day and then flip the next because it's not, there's not really any interest in the arguments. It's just the position itself. Get better arguments. Yeah. Um, which, I, well, we'll probably just push on, you know? Um, yeah. Let's do it. So we got, uh, he, like, he says that, and then we get from um, Raimi Peter, which I, I adore the way that he delivers this. The I was, I was thinking about this more, because funnily enough, I was in a conversation with someone being very critical about this film, and the more I was talking about this scene, the more I was liking it when thinking about what it means with listening to everyone say their, their things. And um, when uh, Toby explains his perception of that night, with uh, Uncle Ben's killer in the first film, he specifically says, "Like I wanted him dead, and I got what I wanted." Like he doesn't—he doesn't bother clarifying with them whether or not he killed him because that's not the point. It's that that person died. That's what he wanted, and that didn't make things better. Um, yeah, and it's yeah, so like oh, it's so much to think about that he had that in his head for such a long time. Like then that's what's driving him. Like he doesn't want these people dead. But you got to stop them. Um, and he said it took time to get through that darkness. And yeah, you just get Holland saying, I want to kill him. I want to tear him apart. I can still hear his voice. And I was just thinking to myself, like, man, Green Goblin really has, like, solidified himself. And he was a fucking cameo in someone else's franchise. Like, he's one of the best MCU villains. I love Green Elf. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he is. <laughs> love me some Green Elf. There's some green elf pussy. No. Yeah, and he said that May died for nothing, and um, they clarify the great power, great responsibility, which Peter's telling them she was saying that even when she was dying. And then they said maybe she didn't die for nothing. Because that yeah. message is super important, as well as what it meant that she died in that scenario. Um... Which is the, the pickup he needs at least for getting on with this challenge of getting these villains cured. Um, and so they have all of the tools they had from the fabricator, but they're just damaged. He needs to... Uh, Holland's going to repair Sandman's one and Electro's one, while the serums will be made... The formulas, rather, like solutions will be made by the other Spider-Men for their respective villains. Uh, Andrew Garfield argues that he's made the formula before. And Toby says that um, he'd been thinking about it for a long time. And I assume we're supposed to gather that he's always regretted that he could never save Norman or uh, mm -hmm. his son with getting an anti-serum and so, or anti-formula. And so he actually did look into it, I, I guess, is what they're trying to say. Which makes sense. There's something to work with And there. when Garfield says that he's got it, when he just says, oh yeah, I got the serum, like it's almost like he shocked everyone, just says, yeah. Like they believe him, they 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 trust him with that. Um, do you uh -oh. guys think it's a tad contrived that they have all the tools they need to make this stuff in the high school lab? In the laboratory? Yeah, uh, yeah. Um, yeah. especially with the serum. Like, okay, you just need like some normal ass stuff that's just in here. That's kind of yeah. weird. The, the I, I would think it was like something special you need for that. I thought so too. Yeah, the... I, I think it's a little bit extreme. I think they what need... Do, what, do yeah. they, what do they make from scratch and what is it that they still so have they make... from, um, from from the, the last time that they repair? 
Well, so the repair ones I'm willing to give them for sci-fi. I still don't like it that much, but I'm willing to give it to them. Um, they make the formulas from scratch, so Dr. Connors and Dr. Osborne formulas. Mm -hmm. Let's see. Um, so I mean, I'm not, we... I feel like I feel like if I'd ever studied any kind of chemistry, I'd be able to like have a more a more a happier or an angrier reaction about that. As in, like, yeah, um, I don't know, I don't know what how how like think... how much of chemistry is having resources and how much of chemistry is knowing well, what you can combine for need... certain results. Surely they don't have the chemicals they need there at a school laboratory. Feel, yeah. It feels like they would have when you to. Consider Oscorp made this, like this stuff, and they're a super multi-gajillion dollar umbrella yeah. level pharmaceutical company. Maybe the company, solution and this is... is a shopping list, and then Toby and Andrew go get the those things while Holland has a moment yeah. with yeah. MJ or something. Yeah, you yeah. could split them up. Toby and uh, you know Andrew, they can have a back and forth, and you can have MJ and Peter get time. But there's they a could lot even of break do, into but... like a high-end lab, you know, somewhere. Mm -hmm. like that. I just getting old from the high school is like okay, all right then. <laughs> I was lucky, I guess. It's all there. That can be in the four-hour cut that we get to see. Yeah. <laughs> uh, something else I want to highlight. This is not a huge deal, but it's something I noticed is that um, Andrew Garfield Spider-Man does reference Connors by name, but we don't really get a reaction from Toby, despite Connors being a mentor figure to him in his series of films. So I just found that a bit. Odd that there wasn't even like a look of like oh that's, that's fair, went bad actually, yeah the... that's something they might have missed because, yeah um, something I was looking out he had for. a good relationship with Doctor Connors in the Raimi trilogy yeah that's why I was I was kind of looking forward to him turning into the lizard eventually in those films if they had gotten more sequels because well, I think that would have been a good setup yeah and how much fun would it have been if it wasn't really fully addressed other than Toby giving him a huge shock and like almost disgust look like the fuck it was caught as it turns into that yeah that would have been great why is he british now yeah <laughs> <laughs> it's the it's like being lizard i don't know maybe it comes with the lizard territory does he, ever say, does he ever say his full name or does he just say dr connor's cuz like I, know, I think he does say, I think, I think he says Connors or Dr. Connors, but there might be enough, you, you know, it's one of those things where because we're dealing with multiple Peter yeah, Parkers, I'm not sure. I'm not sure what I would assume if I was in that situation and someone said Dr. Connors, if I would assume it's their version of the same Dr. Connors I know, or if I would assume well, it was different, I don't know. And someone has highlighted there's a chance it could have happened in Toby's universe, and so that's mundane information to him, but I think it deserves an acknowledgement of some kind, right? That's true. Yeah, I think so. Um, yeah, there's just that moment where, so they're all building their things, and then Ned is like, Peter, and they all go, yep, yeah, and he goes, Peter Parker? They go, yeah, all of us. Peter, Peter. Peter. Yeah, this, I, feel yeah. Like, I feel like that's the first joke that you've really not done justice. What do you mean? I don't know, I mean, the, the delivery like Mahler's is, done is, justice, or? is very different in the movie, and I think it's, it's a lot funnier in the in the movie, the way they actually I, deliver it, I don't know how to do. Yeah, Mahler wasn't as good as the. Yeah, Mahler wasn't yeah. as good um, as the the actual movie. The, oh, I no, got it. more so. Is in more so. It's delivered with different lines. Big like, fan. Um, it's like well, there's more context to it. Are it's you like asking Peter... Mahler to do all three voices? Like, yes. All at once? <laughs> it was, um, it's like, uh, it's more so. You know, kind of Peter. Well, when which Peter? You know, Peter. Uh, fuck, how do I do this? Uh, Peter. Peter. Peter Parker. Man. No, that's still a shut uh, up as well. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
Oh yeah, they have their um, the the web the web fluid moment, which I think everybody assumed would happen. Uh, we're just waiting for it. But the uh, I I love what they do with with Andrew's reaction, where the the move the scene is kind of moving just forward, and uh, after he shows it's coming out of his arms, you just get this shot of him slowly moving toward it, going, "How on earth is that even?" And then it just goes to the next thing, like he's fully enthralled by it, but he doesn't get any answers. It's neat. I do. They do a pretty good job of addressing all the major differences between the Spider-Mans and kind of natural reactions between them. Like the the natural web is like, what the hell is that all about? You know, because the other two had to create the devices. So I I do like those little interactions. It's kind of fan service, but it is also kind of. I wonder uh, about that. I don't. I don't know why we call it fan service when it's like, why in the world wouldn't they talk about that? That's like. Almost, yeah. they have to talk about that, right? Because that's like a, a big difference between their approaches. Yeah. It, I guess it, it's possible they would just never notice that he's doing that the whole time, and they would assume he has web shooters, but... Well, they still, see it, like, right? The fact... <clears throat> well, like, if um if they just got into the final fight and they'd never mentioned, like, web fluid, I guess, they could have um never realized that he's just shooting it straight out of his arms instead of uh, shooting it from web shooters. Like, they could have just never... Looked at him closely enough to see that. Yeah, I guess I was arguing so that, that they like, do in the like. Well, I guess yeah, it would just be up to you as a writer at that point. Yeah, like they didn't need to do all the kind of interactions between the Spider-Man, uh, but at the same time, it does kind of solidify the world a bit and kind yeah. of make more sense because they would be very curious about each other. Of course, they would be. They'd want to know, you know, how they succeeded, how they failed, uh, what their, you know. How different their lives turned out it'd be incredibly fascinating to find out uh different variants of you and parallel universes and how it turned out especially if you were all superheroes so oh yeah it'd be it, really it, interesting uh to see how any character reacts in that situation to as well really like yeah. you know what would happen if or if doctor strange met two other doctor strangers from different universes well, yeah, I guess we're going to be seeing that happen in this movie. That's a good point. I've not even realized. I didn't even realize no, that. Uh, yeah, I was. I was picturing just like you know a world where we'd had three Doctor Strange franchi franchises all of them. <laughs> um, it's like you know, let's let's imagine that Doctor Strange is the most popular like Marvel superhero, and he was the one who was getting two thousand two movie two thousand whenever <laughs> Amazing Spider Man came out. The uh, the the probably my favorite joke of the of the set of that scene. Is probably the end one where they go because they're all ready to go, and I think um, he's like, "Well, expect disappointment, and you won't be." Done. And she goes, "No, we're gonna kick some ass," and then Toby's like, "Cure, <laughs> we're gonna cure, cure some cure ass." ass. And give a nice gap, <laughs> and then Dad just goes, "Cure that ass." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's so awkward. I really liked Ned in this a lot. He was great. Yeah, yeah. it was really good delivery. Cure that ass. I, I hope this gets lots of roles for well, all of them, to be honest. But uh, him in particular, because I've, ne I've never seen him in anything else, I guess. I don't know, he, he might be very busy, but I've just never seen him in anything else now. And I that was work. funny? Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, that was funny, yes. <laughs> that's, why we, that's why we all laughed when we said it. Yeah, <laughs> Yeah, that's why we're all laughing. <laughs> we could explain the joke, but I feel like that kind of ruins it, but I don't know. Like, just... No, I refuse. All right. Um... Yeah, and so then we get to the scene, the wonderful scene that loads people pick for their favorite, where the three Spidermans are just having a chat about their exploits in the past. Mm -hmm. Yeah, the chemistry was electric. 
Yeah. They have really good chemistry together. It's oh, yeah. insane. Fantastic. I just wanted them to talk for like 10 more minutes. And it's like, no, go away, yeah. bad guys. Someone talk. What's Four the craziest thing you ever fought? Oh, I, I fought like a like a, a like a black alien goo thing. It's like, yeah, I fought an alien in, in space and on Earth. He's purple. Man, I want to fight an alien. <laughs> the fact that I'm just stuck on the fact that you fought him on Earth and in space. In space. <laughs> oh man, I fought like a Russian guy in a mechanical oh. rhino suit. Yeah, and it's someone in chat said Rags liked Ned. Lol, everyone on Friday Night Tight said Ned was the worst part. EFAP has gone insane carrying this movie. Okay. Disagreements are allowed, uh, you know. I, I, yeah, even all the people well, on Friday Night Tights would be like, it's Nights fine that EFAP like Ned. Why? I don't know why it would. It would be insane to like Ned? I don't know. Did they say he was a bad character or did they just say that they don't like him? If they just didn't find his stuff funny, that's that's fine. You know, I, I, when I, he gets I, the cloak, he looks so great. Well, someone else uh, Mr. Cloak, wa sir. wanted us to mention as well him finding out that the best friend of Peter goes nuts in certain universes and becomes <laughs> yeah. a super villain. He's like, I'm oh, yeah. not going to become a super villain. And he has this like super <laughs> awkward <laughs> smile. Like, He's proud of himself music, for not being considering evil. Considering we know who he is. <laughs> yeah. Wait, well, how, how do you mean? Ned also goes crazy. Yep. Uh, like he's, he's the hobgoblin. Hob yep. Yeah. Yeah. So Ned does go crazy. Oh, well, I'm guessing in this uh, version he's not gonna, but yeah. No, I, I, again, I, I hope that we'd never see them again. Um, not because okay. I don't like them, but just... Someone but was just we'll like, back in time. they probably don't like him because he's not white. Alright, can we... Everyone on both chill out. They probably didn't Let's find see. him funny. They probably oh, find him to be annoying. <laughs> That's totally fine. We like Ned. That's, well... Yeah. I like Ned. I can I can I empathize like with any person who doesn't like Ned. I can see how it would be very easy to be annoyed by him, right? I I mean I don't know. Like he seems really inoffensive to me. He's just a um, bit of a goofster. I think I think I, I guess I can see it with pretty much any comic relief character that as soon as you yeah, don't like their jokes, true. they just become a fucking irritation that you wish would yeah, go away. It's the challenge of comedy, right? Like, something that's bad that's trying to be really intelligent and smart, that's, like, hilarious, but bad comedy just sucks. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, uh, I, I was just amused by him, I care about him, and, um, if, he, if we don't see him again, then so be it. He was a, he was a fun addition to the trilogy. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I liked him. I, liked I him believe that they're best friends. Yeah. That's I do. Oh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Fun. I really do believe that they're best friends. Oh, dude, their, their last moments together are quite uh, sad as well. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, but yeah, they're asking him to explain his uh, his web. And he's like, it's like breathing. I, I just, I, just, I don't do breathing. I just do it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It's, uh, it's funny. Just, out when I squirt. When he, like, works his way through that explanation, which, again, the dialogue feels so genuine. It just cuts to Andrew. just goes, wow. Yeah. <laughs> like, wow. <laughs> <laughs> And they both girls like I'm. I'm not like like teasing or anything. I was, I was, I was weird. Like I don't know how, how yeah. it works. Well, they like, We obviously want to know how it works. <laughs> yeah, like like Thomas says that. Then uh, Andrew is like, oh, I just you know, it just doesn't work. I think it's awesome. Like you know, just try to reassure him. <laughs> and that dynamic is uh, it's just not typically. I don't even know. We've seen it before in like the MCU, which is all about teaming up 
uh, all these different people in the yeah, same universe. Yeah, people who are the same person from different universes talking to each other. Not yeah. just that, but the, the respect the, the, the they dynamic, have for yeah. each other and the yeah, yeah, they don't they, they don't want to hurt each other's feelings, they but they are aware that they could. Like, yeah. there's a, it's an interesting. Mm. You're right, um, because they do immediately get along, whereas other times they typically fight when people meet each other for the first time. Yeah, well, you get, conflict of some um, kind. Tony's ego will clash with pretty much every character you ever meet, met in the MCU. Uh, Steve is usually like, Steve Rogers is oftentimes like, you know, all business, like, you know, making sure mm -hmm. we get everything right, you know, really having just fun times and, 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 uh, whenever other people met each other, like if Captain Marvel meets Spider Man, there's just like nothing there. Who cares? Uh, but well, these, yeah. Three, what do they have that's interesting? To say? Park, can you do something for me? Yeah. Well, after I this, like I, I almost just want a full first. film with uh, all three of them just bouncing off each other for two hours. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Well, four, nice, hour four hour cut. Four hour cut. And again, so just yeah. I'm playing up as much as I can. The delivery is so good. Uh, these lines. The way that like uh, they all get them out, and for example, when he's like trying to argue why he's interested, and he's um, because I run out of webs all the time, and it's a hassle. Hassle. Like, hassle. The way that he delivers <laughs> that. I, you know, I, I have that too. Oh, why existential crisis? <laughs> don't know? get me started. Oh yeah, totally get it. <laughs> yeah. We've skipped over um, over Tom asking, the webs come out of, out of anywhere else. Yeah, they like, come out of your rift and come out of other places. <laughs> and just the fact that Toby's there, just like, hey, you're amazing, all right? You're amazing. So I think, so, yeah, I needed that. Uh, I needed to hear that. that was, that was Andrew's, like, Andrew's face is so valuable in that moment. Yes, it is. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, then, and then you just know that everyone in the cinema is picturing Spider Man swinging through the city from his dick. <laughs> Like, <laughs> you're, in a, you're in a room of people. Well, having now, I am. now I am. Now I am. Yeah. Like, what would Jameson say? Well, my, my favorite part of that is that I know for a fact I'm I'm one hundred. I know that I've drawn that exact image for uh, Champ Tough. <laughs> well, it's gonna get drawn now. Whenever we do it, it was already been drawn. It was already drawn. I I can't remember that. No, not Champ up. Uh, TKO before Champ up. I got that. See, that sounds like something I wouldn't forget, but I can't quite yeah. remember. And I can't, yeah, because I don't, I don't forget the the flying, the poop thing that shot up into yeah. space. Jay, are you sure you drew Spider Man oh, yeah, swinging, sure swinging through it the city? It does sound like a Jay thing. To oh, draw. Okay. all right. <laughs> that I was like making sure you weren't maybe confusing that with with something else potentially. Well, I'm less sure that it was with you. I'm pretty sure that it was, but, but maybe sure this that was it happened. Yeah. I'm glad that you have another group of friends where that sort of thing is acceptable. Mm -hmm. Oh, I if I if it's not acceptable, we are not friends. Yeah, yeah, that's true. <laughs> All my friends, yeah. We're, we we understand, you know, we're on that level. Um I really enjoyed the uh the interactions within the Spider-Man, but I did kind of feel a little bit of a groan coming on when the whole you're amazing. You're amazing because he's the amazing Spider-Man. I was like, that's uh, a little on the nose, but I'll. I mean, let it, it pass, just I guess, it means a lot more than just that as a reference. It's, it's literally it like giving Andrew Garfield what he deserves, meaning, yeah. which is recognition as a as a great yeah. element of Spider-Man, the amazing Spider-Man movies that were terrible. Yeah, stop the negative self-talk. You know, you gotta. You know, it's not your. 
Again, yeah, it, it is it is it is goodwill hunting. It's it's not your fault. That's what that whole scene is. It's I, not I do your really fault. love that a huge aspect of their characters is just reassuring each other emotionally. I can't, cool. yeah. I'm not sure. There's another character. There's another scene that I I have that uh, thought for, but it's not springing to mind which scene it is. What's another? They they because they, they do just reassure each other emotionally. Not. Like, I really like that um, as a, just a as a character dynamic between them because was it in the lab see. i think in the lab would they talk about how cool the stuff they're working on was or um maybe no that was on the that was on the scaffolding when he tells him that no 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 i know that but joe was saying there was another instance of that i don't know i don't know <sighs> maybe i don't know maybe i am thinking of that scene but i don't know well um... oh, oh yeah we skipped over the back the, the, one of the best jokes in the movie you okay? <laughs> oh, it's my back. <laughs> From all the all the swinging, Toby's back. Yeah. Then, a, they crack his back, and it's like, man, yeah, it'd be really handy to have another Spider-Man to do that because nobody else is strong enough to do that for you. By the way, the the amount of uh, look, the fangirls are going to be very happy with uh, two um, fully grown Spider-Man just getting very close, just um, humping, humping, doing a hump. And girls. Oh yeah, uh, uh, pardon my uh, prejudice. And um, everyone, and people. Yeah, and I think everyone. I think everyone, regardless of their fanery or girliness, are gonna. Fun fact: Appreciate Andrew that. Garfield was the first man I was attracted to as Spider-Man. That was <laughs> Spider Andrew Garfield as Spider-Man was like, "Oh, I like men. Cool, that's neat." Maybe you just like superheroes. Maybe. Yeah. Do you like? No, I think he's the only. Um, I don't know. I think he's one of the only superheroes where I've thought, "Wow, that guy's real hot." Fair enough. What are the, any others on that list? Willem Dafoe. Wait, the, I'm not the, sure. None of none, none are springing sorry, to mind. The first or the only? No, the first. Oh, uh, what you? So when you watched like Wolverine, you weren't like, "Hey, this is like." I believe you, Jay. Just for the male. Well, <laughs> I don't know. no, because I'm, I'm, he's not really my type, first of all. But like, secondly, ah, okay. um, I well, I was like 13 when when that movie came out, so I was I was getting into my whole. Oh, I feel attraction now. That's neat. Hang on, when did that movie come out? That uh, 2012. Oh yeah, yeah. I would have been. Hang on, let's. God, I love my shitty like that. I have encyclopedic memory of like when films and games came out. But if you ask me for like yeah, other things, I, I got I, jack shits. <laughs> I'd recently turned 13 when that movie came out. I feel like I feel like that's a good good age for your first first uh, attraction a to a Spider-Man romance. Yeah, your first Spider-Man romance. <laughs> So anyway, anyway, yeah, um, mayonnaise farts. They've got the yeah, the cures are scattered around the Statue of Liberty's scaffolding area where they're currently attaching a Captain America shield to uh, to the statue. Um, how how do you feel about the fact they're doing that? By the way, I don't know. I, I mean, I just, uh, I just don't buy that at all. Like, I don't, I don't like it. They're modifying the Statue of Liberty to. Commemorate Captain. Like I feel like if Captain America is getting wrong, a monument, you know, it'll be his own <laughs> monument. Own, not the, yeah, yeah, the Statue of Liberty is the not about. He wouldn't happen anyway. That's the, it's a completely different thing. Yeah, he, he wouldn't. Like, he wouldn't not, want yeah. that great monument to be fucked with, especially for his sake. Yeah, he'd be yeah. like, no. You'd give him he another one. Pleased. You'd build a statue and like 
somewhere yeah, else. A, a statue of Cap somewhere. But in Brooklyn. I, yeah, I, I don't like that at all. Yeah, doesn't he wouldn't even want a statue, but no. he'd be like, well, uh, just don't, don't it out ruin another Sam Wilson shield. That's right, the <laughs> one he stole from Walker when he broke his arm and took it from him for no other reason hmm. than just wanting it. Yeah. God, I hate Do that show. X. Do better. <laughs> Now, what do you feel about them using uh, the Statue of Liberty as like a target to have the fight? Um, Obviously, they've got to find a the secluded area, but super helpful. I think that's a big I aspect. Bet. Nobody's there. Scaffolding means that you can duck and weave through things, which Spider Men are really good at. Surrounded by and a lot of water, by, as well. I guess. Yeah, it's it secluded. Like I get it. Yeah, but... the safest and, um... that is nearby. And well, the, another big element, of course, is that uh, it has to be instantly recognizable on the um, when he calls into George Andrew Jameson. Oh, true. Well, he could just save his address if he really wanted to, you know, like just, hey, true. yeah, we're at this building on on this street. But, doesn't need to be the Statue of Liberty. Surely, does he not? Does it? Is there an element of he doesn't want it to be obvious that that is his motivation, or am I misremembering? Um. Oh, well, didn't he say that he wanted them to come and come? Then I'm come misremembering. I can't remember either. He wanted an obvious place to meet and on easily recognizable on film. So I get it. I just it does seem like a pretty expensive, Oh, it's for, it's uh, it's arena. because it's fucking Statue of Liberty. That's that's the reason why it's there because it's a movie. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So so what do you guys think of the criticism that they shouldn't have chosen the statue because it's made of copper and Electro would like fuck him up because of it? Well, he did. Well, I didn't know I that. Guess. I guess that's a fair point. Yeah. Um I guess well, Electro's a problem regardless. He's a um, he's a tough boy to beat. So is Sandman, to be fair. Yeah. Um, Lizard ain't so much. Yeah, Lizard is just we need to get the gas on him. But you know, it's it's complicated because like Electro could theoretically zap them all regardless of a giant copper thing. Um. Yeah. Electro, Electro also teleports in that fight, which really really sent off some red flags in my brain. Did you see that? Well, yeah, that's electric uh, yeah. teleporting is one of his established powers in this. Yeah, that becomes a big problem because does it? He, well, he, so fortunately, it's teleporting and seemingly not just flat out intangibility like in um in Tasm. That was much more of a problem. Yeah, well, well, so, yeah but to like, be fair, what uh, what are you thinking about in terms of problems? How does he get caught and the uh, arc reactor, or whatever it is called, um, taken from him if he can just well, Doc Ock gets him on surprise. I think is what that was yes. That's he, right. Hence him pretending to be a villain and then just snatching it out of him. Yeah, but he could have just gone like, "Oops, zip, zip away!" Right? He could have. I'm assuming away. him grabbing it makes it so that the power level isn't currently uh, like uh, accessible so. as it were, because he seems to be uh, yeah. discomfited the second that it grabs it. Yeah. It's, well, the arc it's reactor a seems to be a big fixture of this uh, particular thing. I got the idea that the arc reactor kind of supercharged him, but the power just wouldn't immediately well, yeah, go so away. Yeah, so removing it right? staggers him for long enough that he can put the neutralizer thing on him, mm -hmm. which I think is fair. Um, it's I don't I understand what you're saying. Uh, Electro is so powerful. Uh, yeah, <laughs> undeniably. Um, and yeah, that's that's that is the point in the film we're at now. So they have they're they're doing their big fight, and it's uh it doesn't go quite well. They um they end up screwing each other over with their web, uh, hitting into yeah, each other. Yeah, they're not working together and um coordinating. I think yeah. at one point Garfield like shoots web into Toby's face. He's like, ew. Yeah. 
<laughs> Gross. <laughs> Please, can we just never stop calling him Garfield? <laughs> <laughs> can someone draw Spider Garfield, please, like the cat? Oh, I, I mean, let's hang on. Let's see if that already exists. First I call of him all. Andrew and Garfield. I call Tom, Tom, and Holland. I never call Toby's Maguire, like Maguire no, Spider Man. It's always Toby. Or Rainy Are we Spider -Man? the next Which day. is funny because yeah. he's called Bully Maguire, yeah. not Bully Toby. <laughs> Bully <laughs> Maguire sounds better, I think. It does well, sound better. Yeah. Yeah. Just to be clear, that's by far the least cursed image that comes up when you search oh, Spider no. Garfield. <laughs> does one of them have him shooting like lasagna beams instead of webbing? Oh, oh my god. Oh my god. <laughs> uh, I don't like that. <laughs> it's actual. Internet, why? Um, there's an entire. This, this apparently is a still from a full animation. What? No! No, this this one. This one oh, here. Oh, thank God. Oh, that's not I mean, much that's better. not better. <laughs> that's strange. That's odd. John looks different. Um, it looks like deranged? A little bit, yeah. Oh, this one's Lovecraftian. There's a whole, like, a. Uh, uh community about making creepy images of Garfield. I, I don't know where it started, but I'm, it's pretty entertaining. Mm -hmm. I'm sorry, John, is like the main way that they umbrella <laughs> yeah. him. Right? <laughs> 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 the internet, we have to have a talk. All of it. Um, so yeah, they, 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 they be straggling and they say they don't know how to work as a team. Neither do I. And finally... Get something for Mr. Holland to offer these other two Spider-Men who are more seasoned than he is in that he's worked with teams. And uh, the first thing they come up with is focusing on one person at a time, as well as just coordinating better, I guess. Um, yeah. And uh, just before they they go off, uh, Andrew is like, wait, 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 I love you guys. Like they they both <laughs> yeah. react at the same time. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> thank, thank you. And then we get the cool shot of them jumping off the scaffolding, and everybody liked that. I figured it out. Everybody... I figured it out. Um, just when I was saying there was oh. another scene of emotional reassurance, just I, fi I figured out which one it was. Okay. Um, okay. it's when um when 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 Toby has been stabbed, and they're all going, and he asks, um, "Am I dying, or is that really happening?" <laughs> and that's just this very real. No, no don't worry. That's really happening. You're, you're good. Sorry, sorry to derail there. Um, I just... uh, sorry. Oh, I was just saying yeah. the the cool yeah. shot where they run off the scaffolding and swing around, and it's cool. Well, and it's very fun. And in the middle, yeah, yeah, one true. one of the Spider Men like shoots the other two and pulls them so that they as a yeah. three are like yeah. dynamically yeah. swinging around. It's fucking just... awesome. It's awesome. It's the, it's the movie's money man. shot, yeah. really. It isn't is it? the movie's money shot. Mm. It's like, hey guys, <laughs> isn't this cool? Like, Holy yeah, no, shit! You like. It's, it's just this. This is this, this is really happening. Holy shit! Yeah, this is happening. This is yeah. like the fantasy movie that, like, that that, yeah, that people the music, would have called a fever dream for, like, you know, a pipe down, dream. Sorry, down, not a fever down, dream. Down, down, like, yeah, obviously down. that's never going to happen. That's like a fucking yeah. fan dream. Um, Here it is. You're watching it. And and I'm sure they debated putting that in the last trailer. That that <laughs> shot. 
they were probably like, should I'm we? I'm glad they didn't, because I really honestly, like seeing it. Yeah. So much restraint that they didn't, and I don't even understand why what their motivation is, because surely it would have made more money if they put it in the trailer. I, I think that once the word gets out that they're dead, I think the speculation is going to help them, even though most people kind of, like, know at this point that they're in it, but I also think that, uh, you got that, like, surprise word of mouth afterward. They're probably going to release a trailer that has, all, uh, like, a poster that has all three on them. That wouldn't surprise me. Yeah. Just be like, yeah, it's basically out now, everybody knows. Um, well, it is. Yeah, well, but it's out now. I'm half convinced that the leaks might have almost been part of a guerrilla marketing strategy at this point, considering how well they well, tie into the actual marketing. It's funny yeah, because um, Tom Holland said that originally the plan for marketing was to hide uh, Doc Ock and Electro and all that too. That it was meant to just be marketed as like a battle between him and Doctor Strange over something, but once it got out, they decided to go with the villains. But I mean, obviously, whatever strategy they did, it was effective. This film, from what I understand, is like, it doesn't even matter about pandemic stuff. It's like the third or fourth highest opening gross ever, well, I, I think. I think yeah, this is one of them films as well, where really people well. like, if I'm not seeing any, and there's only one, I'll make <laughs> this the one. Yeah. Yeah. This film's probably gonna, like, I wouldn't be surprised if it made over a billion dollars. Yeah, yeah, I, I, we're expecting. I'm, I'm curious what the results will be post weekend. It'll be interesting to see. Yeah, how many people come back to watch it again? I feel like this movie's going to have a high. Uh, oh, I, yeah, I want to do that. I doubt there'll be a drop. Uh, it's too big. Plus, I mean, it is now confirmed that the other two Spider Men are in it. So, of course, we are going to get like that. I mean, that the, the marketing like. I, f I feel like I feel like we overestimate the number of people who actually were aware of the leaks, and I think a lot of probably the casual audience is going into this. We're just we're probably not expecting uh, other Spider-Man. It'd be cool to poll all That's the audiences to know if if they had any clue that those Spider-Men were going to be in it. Yeah, I guess the problem is that by polling mm. them beforehand, you know, you know, well, you can do it afterwards. <laughs> I guess the thing is, is afterward, are people going to trick themselves into thinking otherwise, you know? Like, oh, well, I kind of had a feeling. It's like, did you know? <laughs> well, I'd, I'd just be explicit. We, did you know that was happening before or after? Because like, I, right. I guess you can't say we knew, but I mean, we knew. But we were pretty sure. <laughs> it was like an open secret almost, I feel like. Yeah. Especially with the weird weird leaks with the lizard. With well, the lizard. the lizard was the thing that sealed yeah. the deal, yeah. for sure. Wait, how, how come, you think? The lizard got punched by nothing. <laughs> yeah. In oh, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. See his neck twist and it's like, well, I, mean, I saw that dude, in the movie I was, so, and I was like, ah, I, I the thought thing, it would have been yeah. so funny if, um, if the thing that they were hiding with that was Matt Murdock. <laughs> what? <laughs> Matt Murdock right. kicking lizard in the face. Yeah, yeah cause I mean, like, that was always possible. That right? was always the, possible. Well, the, I mean, that would probably break Daredevil's leg. I don't know the, that he could and the fight. Dude was uh, Nicholas Cage Ghost Rider? Like, no <laughs> Ghost way! Rider. <laughs> <laughs> They're probably gonna get him back as well. That's just they oh, definitely oh. should do that. If you're gonna just go nuts, I guess. Um, yeah. But yeah, uh, they fight. They fight, 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 fight. Fight's pretty good. Fight, 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 um, fight, fight. The itchy and scratchy show. Uh, Raimi, Raimi's food almost drowns in sand, but uh, they get the the cure to them, and we get the the Raimi theme playing while he's like, "It's gonna be okay, Flint. You're gonna you're gonna get home. Don't worry about it." Mm -hmm. Um, I think then 
Then they cure uh, Electro with Doc Ock's help. As he comes back. Mm. And then Lizard. Yeah, and then Lizard, uh, they cure while Doctor Strange is very mysteriously returning in what looks to be where he wasn't. I have no idea how to explain what's happening. Ned opens a portal, Doctor Strange just falls through it. It's like, oh. Yeah. Okay. I don't, I don't know what's going on, honestly. Was he not trapped? Because he says, like, I was in, I was there for 12 hours. And you're like, so did you get out of it and then come here? Or did you, we, we, did, did Ned get you out of it? I don't understand. I don't know. Yeah, it was, that was a bit weird. Especially because the background doesn't fit for where, for where it was trapped before. It was, like, yeah. all dark. Yeah, I don't, uh, I don't know what's going on there. I mean, well, it I guess 12 it hours later, so it could have been dark in the mirror dimension if that's a thing. Yeah, maybe. Well, but the mirror dimension would be based on the real life surroundings, so he should still be in the city. Or no? Were they in the, were they in the Grand Canyon at the end of the fight? I guess they were. Yeah, because the yeah the the fight goes through the city, and then they are somehow in the Grand Canyon at the end. I guess it's the mind, the reality bending, warping of the mirror universe. So. At that time, it was at nighttime in New York City, so it would have been at nighttime in the Grand Canyon too. So, or uh, approaching nighttime. So, I guess yeah, I was more so referring later. to just dimensional floops and the webbing and the rocks. Like we don't see any of that; mm -hmm. we just see pretty dark. And that's dark. Like, okay. Yeah, they don't explain anything. You could you could uh, potentially assume that he got out of the webbing eventually because they he said somewhere, what 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 Spider Man was that? Oh yeah, in the Homecoming, he says that. The spider silk will it, dissolve in two, two hours. hours. Yeah. Yeah. So you could assume that he gets out of the spider web, but he doesn't have a sling ring, so he's just kind of hanging out. He's stuck in the mirrorverse until yeah. that portal opens. Yeah, okay. I, that, that makes more sense. Yeah. Yeah. So based on what we know so far about the webbing and the mirror universe, if he doesn't have no sling ring, and the webbing will go away, but he has no way of getting out. So I, I guess it makes enough sense. Um. Yeah, and uh, when Electro is deactivated, he's like, I'm back to being a nobody. Like, you would never I feel like since he has no idea what's going on, he should be more worried and panicked when he, as soon as he steps out of the mirror dimension, like, he thinks he needs to save the universe, like, right away. Yeah. Oh, well, he does grab the box, and it looks like he's ready to use it, and then he's told that, uh, uh, Peter's cure plan is working, which is good news to hear when you have a panic in your in your right like if someone says the plan is working you'd be like huh what plan and then he sees that yeah sees him curing lizard yep lizardman <clears throat> um man of lizard then you have uh electro explaining with all the all of what he knew about spider bat he said i thought you were gonna be black and then Andrew Garfield just says, oh man, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry I'm not black. And then he says, gotta be a black Spider-Man somewhere. Oh, oh boy, Miles is coming yeah. soon to a movie near you, maybe. Miles. Mila Jovovich. I was about to say that. It's Spider-Man. Well, she could be Spider-Woman, I guess. Myla Jovovich. And then we yeah. get a moment that is so casual and yet so meaningful when he's like, uh, Otto? That he's like, Peter, so good to see you, dear boy. And it's like, ah! You're all yeah. grown up. The feels. You're yeah. all grown up. How are you? And he's just trying to do better. Yeah. Ah, uh, it's nice. Yeah. That's really good. It is. 
It's just, um, it's almost like a, it's kind of like a, almost like, it's definitely a crowd pleaser, but like, it's really cool to see these characters. It's almost like an alternate universe where these characters get to see each other after the, after every event stage, you get to live and kind of see each other grow up. It's like, yeah, it, it, it's meant to uh, get people to cheer in the theaters, but it also is like a really cool idea to do that because we get to see Doc Hawk live and see Peter grown up. Like, you don't really get to see that very very often in movies, you know, because they were friends before. It's just like, uh, it, it's, it's a, it's, it makes you warm and fuzzy, you know? Yeah, as we said, the core con conceit of all of this with the multiverse stuff is like, we can, you know, we've already decided Doc Strange was fucked by it, but like, okay, this is the scenario now. And then everything runs, and so those moments mean a lot more than if they were simply played out of context. You're like, oh, that's strange. But with with them here, they slot in, because you're like, oh yeah, Otto's turned up, and Tobey Maguire is here. Oh shit. And now they can say hello to each other. Ah, my heart, run. <laughs> run. Um, run, run, run. Yeah, and then we get a pretty cool moment where, uh, well, I hope I'm not skipping over anything, but I was just going to say, like, we hear the goblins coming, and uh, yeah. he, f he throws a whole bunch of, like, the... Well, we're skipping over um, the Andrew payoff. No, we... No, we're not. Uh, no, we're not. That's later. That's afterward. Yeah, yeah. so he oh, yeah, throws okay. a bunch of goblin batarangs. Oh, no, you're something. right. Sorry, yeah. And uh, it's just really, really cool that uh, Doc Ock is the one that protects everybody from them. Um, yeah. and, mm -hmm. But Goblin grabs the box, and then Doc Ock grabs his glider, while Strange pulls the box back off him. And uh, then Goblin, I think, fucks off for a, for a minute after he cuts off uh, Ock's tentacle. And they get this moment of slow zooming into each of the Spider-Men, because they've all realized... That goblin dropped a bomb inside the box. Mm-hmm. It's pretty like oh shit, and that blows up. Causes a whole bunch of horribleness to happen structurally. And uh, MJ falls off the scaffolding. The moment that everybody saw in the trailer and also assumed something about this scene. And despite the fact that everyone seemed to assume the same thing about it, it didn't make it any less meaningful. That was yeah. great. Um, such uh, a nice. Really like that. Well, I, think, I like their I think that, expressions. And, yeah. So yeah, I, mean, I, I won't cut you off. You go first. Well, do you want me to I, finish I, saying what happens I, first? Or <laughs> yeah, sure. Yeah. yeah like, so Tom Holland tries to grab her, but the goblin tackles him out onto the glider, and so maybe for a moment the audience might think she's going to die, but then it shows uh, Garfield has noticed. And so he jumps straight after her, grabs her, and uh, starts tearing up while trying to ask her if she's okay. Which, it's just mm -hmm. it's literally just what happened in right acting. in Tasm 2, but this time he saved the girl. Yep. And then she asked him he if gets, he's okay. He gets to do the same thing yeah. for a different version of himself. It's, uh, yeah, it's, it's pretty fantastic. Real yeah. good. Yeah, I, I'd say it's, um, it's a tough one I, to talk about. I think while everyone was... Ex I was going to say, it's a tough one to talk about because it's just excellent, like top-notch, one of the best payoffs in the MCU, probably, for the, the, the way that this works and everything to think about. And it's amazing Spider-Man, like... Well, so when, if someone says, like, oh, one of the best payoffs is not even an MCU character, I'd be like, yeah, but it's oh, an no, MCU no, that's, content, that's, so... That's not what I meant. Um, well, you made me think of that. I, anyway. I just wanted to say, like, 
I just, I just meant to say, like, it's strange that uh, the best one of the best payoffs in the MCU is for the Amazing Spider-Man. It's like in the MCU, he that's, has like half an hour. And that's the thing. I just for me, time. that shows the talent at work at best here from John Watts. It's like nice fucking oh, yeah. work, man. I think. Yeah, um, I mean, while between the everyone, writers, the John Watts, and and, and the uh, acting, course, how yeah. little screen time. Yeah, how little screen time Andrew. Uh, not Andrew, is it Andrew Garfield? Yeah. Uh, has like they do some fucking magic in this movie like they did really really good job and based on on what movies that to work off of like tasm tasm 2 is considered like the worst even way worse than spider-man 3 in terms of just how clunky it is and how silly it is at times dude i'll but go as far as saying they, this payoff was so good people are rating tasm 1 and 2 higher now like without even oh, yeah. having rewatched them they're just rating it higher because of this payoff yeah i, I would say yeah, it, it improves I would say it improves both films a lot because it has such a great payoff. It's really, really amazing work that they did. I think that um, while everyone probably like and saw this in the trailer and did call this being what would happen here, um, that you know, it, there was no guarantee it was going to be so well built up to and so well paid off yep. and so well executed, which is why I think it's still so meaningful. Is that like? Yeah, we knew that something like this was probably going to happen. We knew that Andrew was probably going to be the one to save her. But holy shit, it actually hits hard when they do it because it could have just been like soullessly Andrew saves the girl this time. Like, like it could have just been... Yeah, he did it. Cool. Anyway. Um, and yeah, I would just argue that they, they did it really well with... The first thing he wants to talk about is the loss he had from her and how he failed to save her. Then you watch him watching our Peter and MJ together. And uh, if you remember, Toby is like, oh, you got someone? And he's just like, nah. Because that, that's, that's, that's what's on his mind. And then he says, um, maybe we're just, we're never going to get, never going to work out for people like us. Because it's just mm. on his mind. And uh, when she's fallen and Tom's knocked away, like he like fucking goes straight after it, shouting no, because of course he doesn't want that to happen to Tom. Not to mention saving yeah, a person's yep. life anyway. Yeah, and, and it, are yeah. you okay? Yep. Are you? And then you just see the tears in his eyes of just like, I finally made up for my failure all those years ago by sparing someone else this pain. It's just beautiful stuff. But nevertheless, he's obviously still sad thinking about Gwen. Yeah, he's, he's still oh, yeah. thinking about how he lost her. It's, uh, it's really good. It's a life life defining defining moment that he would never ever wish on anyone else, and he was able to redeem some spark of himself by saving another version of himself from that that horrible fate. So it's like a lot of layers there for just a little bit of yeah, work. Yeah, you know, like a, I think it's like a lot of work. Obviously, it's so hard. Yeah. It's so simple to understand, but it it works in so many ways. Okay. And uh, so did Chat said, "Jesus, the fanboyism just got dialed up to the max." Like we are big fans of good writing. <laughs> We do get very hard. Yeah. Good Ryan. Uh, the whole thing. I, did, I don't. I didn't even care about the the other Spider Mans. I watched them probably once when they came out. And that's yeah. all I got for them. But I watched this. I was like, man, this is really meaningful and good because it's been built up all the way since Garfield was there. Like watching MJ and <laughs> Peter Parker just being together is like, oh man, that reminds me of all the things. <laughs> and then yeah. All that happened. Like, I, I, I'm set. sorry. I'm sorry. Like, yeah, this works really well. Mm -hmm. No, uh, go, I'm sorry. Go go ahead. Ahead. I'm done. Go, um, in the chat, I'm reading. 
They should have just invited just right to this stream today. All they praise today is payoffs. And someone else <laughs> then says, they are just right. Like, holy shit. Uh, wait, so Just Right's you problem like... is only praising payoffs? Cope! I don't, I don't even know That's... what that means. <laughs> like... Just Right's uh... problem is that he made really shitty arguments. Yeah. That... <laughs> what? All the stuff that Just we're trying to say is any good, we're trying to argue. It's all using stuff that's been established and then working with uh, dynamics that are very consistent and, and impressively so at times. Guys, we have seen them fail this so many times in so many properties now. Legacy. It's way more common to take a character you like and destroy them. We get that like 95% of the time. They manage to juggle all of... Fucking Green Goblin, Doc Ock, Toby, and Garfield. Like, any one of them just in this movie would have been a worry. We had all of them. How is this yeah. any different from if The you, Force you... Awakens I cried when Luke turned around? So the big difference is there's actual <laughs> character work going on here. This is character <sighs> work. It isn't just a character existing. It isn't just a character doing something. Yeah, this isn't jangling keys. Like, it is a character... It is a character reacting and acting in accordance with like their beliefs and then tying it to previous things that happened to them. I don't know. That's like fundamental. Like how I don't understand how you don't see that. That's like what character more writing. do you want? Like, like yeah, what... I guess that would be the that would be a question in this case. Like how if that is not a payoff that you think is valuable and meaningful, what would oh, you have preferred? Instead, are you just of that? against are you just against like returning characters at this point because like. It is exactly jangling keys. How is it jangling keys to put somebody in a different context and see how they react? Well, I guess at that point, so everything guys, so is jangling keys. Because... Yeah, I, I don't yeah. know. Yeah, you guys that. are confusing why... having something return with jangling keys. Like, jangling keys is when it is hollow and meaningless and there's nothing to it. But it's like, hey, look, a thing you recognize. Get excited. Yeah. It's the way oh, we really? got here. It absolutely the, is the way we got here as well as the payoff. But when we talk about issues, it's like there are issues with plot for sure, but what are the issues with character that you can identify here? Yeah, the, the if the characters line... are reacting as they should, and there's a through line there, yeah, maybe the plot like it's floopy how the plot gets them there. But I don't I don't see well, how that's so to, to remind it's everybody. It's floopy how the plot sets up this premise, but as soon as the premise starts, it's very solid. To remind everybody, the payoff in the Suicide Squad between Peacemaker and Bloodsport shooting each other, there's nothing not great about that moment. How they got there is it's... dumb as fuck. But that's not on them yeah, as characters. But, it, yeah. but how the characters got there, in terms of the characters and what uh, the decisions they made that got them there, they were fine. Yeah, like the, we know what they it believe. We know it's been established, and we see them conflict. If like the universe just teleports them to each other to have the conflicts, like that doesn't ruin them as characters at all. No. Um, which is essentially what happened yeah. in that. And and for this, like, what can you name about Andrew Garfield's through line from Tasm Two to here that damages the payoff at all? Because uh, we just named a whole bunch that bolsters it. So now I'd be curious. A payoff means they planned yeah. it. Uh, you think they planned this twenty years ago? That is irrelevant, my friend. It Wait, doesn't what? matter. Fucking doesn't. You planned it. It no, doesn't, it doesn't matter. A payoff does not mean it. they planned if it. The, pay the, pay the payoff requires setups that come before. If you set yeah. something up and you don't know where it's going, but then you figure it out later on, and then, or even if you have a setup that isn't leading anywhere, like it was set up and it was payoff, and then you pay it off again later, it doesn't need to be planned right from the beginning to the end. Stories can be written as they go along and have payoffs that are really cool. Yeah. Set up a, a payoff. Payoff. A payoff. That's it. A payoff can be used as setup. For something, for another yes, payoff, for something else happening yeah. in the future. Because your story doesn't end just because the end credits roll. You keep going. Uh, 
I'll give you a great example. They set up the the they set up the whole slingling thing with uh, what's his name? Uh, uh, strange Strange talking to Ned. He said like, "Oh, not everybody can be a wizard," or whatever he said. And then Ned accidentally figures out how to use the sling ring and summons the Andrew, you know, Spider-Man. So that was a payoff to a previous conversation, which led to a setup to Andrew's arc. And like, <clears throat> I could imagine like a, a, a bizarro universe where this movie exists and all that happens is that uh, it's Tom Holland, Tom Holland, Tom Holland. And all of a sudden a portal comes through and like another Spider-Man comes in, kicks everybody's asses, saves the girl, saves the world. And then he just takes off his mask and he's like, Hey, I'm Andrew Garfield. See ya. And then jumps away. That's basically what happened to Mandalore for the most part, right? Uh, with yeah. Luke. Yeah. So, uh, well, with everybody. They, they, yeah. and then, and that, that was everybody. Yeah. And, and that would have yeah. been an easy way to get the people to clap, to cheer, or whatever, but it would have been completely hollow. You just I mean, bring in that character. Hey, you know, I'm, I'm here. I save the day. Cool. Bye. I was talking with them. As and Gary about that particular one you were just mentioning, and like we're pretty much at the point where like I don't even know the Bo Boba's in character. I don't even know. I can't tell. Like it's kind of weird. Well, I, I don't like know much about his character. Yeah, it's. I feel like that's when you start to notice the problem when characters are behaving in ways that don't make sense. The way that they got here just feels really like there wasn't any thought put into it at all. It's you know like Luke. Yeah, Luke at the end of Mando. Why is he here? Why is he doing this? And everyone's yeah, praising him, spend... killing robots. It's like, yeah, it's 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 nothing. Like he's just chopping things up. It is purely spectacle. Whereas here, mm -hmm. you'd be like, is this isn't purely spectacle? This is meaningful to the Having person, the people involved. The two Spider-Men explain their experiences with going to their darker sides and where it can lead them and how to avoid them after Holland just lost May. It's like that is so meaningful. That's really good. You could have done a yep, lot worse yeah. than that. I can think of a lot of uh, worse things. Like, you your, sen there. your sense for key jangling is broken to like they like, yes, getting false it, it postures is. just based on like senses. hey, there's a thing that people recognize, therefore it is key jangling. Mm -hmm. No, no, not at all. I think that Andrew's a, like probably a fantastic example of how like the initial scene where he comes on and takes off his mask and he's like, Hey, I'm I'm Spider-Man, and like that's the key jangling moment. But then we over the next hour and a half develop him so well that he basic that partially repairs the two pre uh, previous movies he was in that were yeah honestly pretty yeah. bad and, and, and he gives them gives them like one of the best arcs in the I, I the most impactful arc for me was andrew garfield like no, and, and he yeah. got so little so little screen time but they earned that because they introduced him they got all the instructions with them you know oh yeah i am, I am spider-man here i can stand on the ceiling and prove it but then he got into his, you know, character and says, "Don't be like me. Don't, don't go down that dark path where I didn't. I stopped pulling my punches," and he establishes that that loss. And I don't know. I, I've seen uh, bits and pieces of the previous movies, but I'm sure it probably would probably stand on its own without having seen Tasm one or two. Probably, I, I think it would have worked. I think so. Notice how our praise here isn't just, oh my god, Andrew Garfield is there, and so is to Tobey Maguire. Oh my god. And they're not and ruined. Yes, and Alfred Molino is there yeah. as well. I feel, like oh the, my I feel like the big example of that is at the end of the film when Toby stops him from uh, killing Green Goblin, and they just have that look. It's like, alright, so we got all of the character work that we've done for Peter throughout, not just this film, but the whole trilogy, as well as all of the character work that was done for Peter and the Raimi trilogy in this moment, coming together to hammer home like a mm -hmm. fundamental point for this character's journey it's yeah it is way more meaningful 
and thoughtful than just, hey, look, it's Toby Spider-Man and he's here and he's in this costume. Isn't that cool? Praise for Luke was that he wasn't—he just wasn't assassinated, right? He turned up and he wasn't assassinated. Yeah, like they didn't do anything with him. He was as he. Yeah. He was just as he is. There was there was yeah. nothing there. He no just didn't say anything, choices. and that was a point of praise because he didn't say anything stupid. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's like if if he right. were just impressed because Andrew Garfield was there, why would we wait? Why would we have waited until this moment to gush? Surely that was we would bad. Have... Peter should have stopped himself and Toby Peter should have trusted him to do that. Oh boy, we'll get to that. Wait, are we up to that part yet or not? No, no, no. Uh, yeah. yeah, all right. <laughs> well, and here's the, here's the thing, that. right? I, I, I don't even classify, at least for myself, um, Andrew Garfield's appearance as key jangling because I'm not a fan of his Spider-Man as presented in his films. It is only this film that won yeah. me over to his side. Um, like I always liked the actor as a choice. I just never thought he was directed correctly in those films. But now we get something that's both well written and well directed, and it shows what it could have been. Agreed. Yeah, absolutely. Efap not addressing any major problems is kind of tough to listen to. Oh, We've addressed right, all the fucking been? major wait, problems. Where have you been? You? Right no, it's, uh, wait, wait. It's, it's the same person who put up all their arguments earlier. Wait, we addressed oh, yours. We got this We're not addressing your imaginary problem. <laughs> yeah, we've like, unshadowed. Right. We've we, 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 we addressed. Here. We've addressed shit tons of problems that were actually we in the film. More specific ones that you brought up. Yeah, <laughs> I yeah. I don't, I don't know what to do. Yeah, it's it's a there's a couple things going here. One, there's two thousand people watching. Uh, criticizing a chat comment does not mean that we hate all 2,000 people that are watching. That's very clear. doesn't even mean we hate the person who said the thing. No, no, no. We don't even hate the person that said the thing, but specifically we're addressing that one criticism, and I'm in slow mode, uh, slow chat right now, and there are about one comment per second constantly. There is no physical way we could address every single comment in real time. Let alone also do going that through the whole film. podcast. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Not even just the chat. You couldn't do the chat alone, but let alone that plus actually talking yeah. about the film. So there's going to be piecemeal criticisms here and there that we're going to pluck out of chat. Like, but that's... This is not the first time we've had this fucking shit happen to it. Like, there's so many. Chat has some Hall of Fame moments in the past. The boys, season <laughs> two, for example. Or uh, what was it? Yeah, Resident Evil 8. That was cringe. Oh, that was, yeah, that was, you had a fun yeah. time with that one, Rags, didn't you? <laughs> yes, we did. They had some, we had some bad ones. Um, Don't worry, guys. I found the best critique from chat, though. All right. Do it. Let's see. Garfield Spiderman right. is such a dick to John. Like, having a rough life, just eat lasagna and shut up. Uh, <laughs> I hadn't considered it from that perspective, yeah. Um, from my point of view, the lasagna is evil. Garfield's uh, born after 1993. Oh, all they know is eat lasagna, <laughs> charge, hate Mondays. Phone, hate Mondays and lie. <laughs> um, so yeah, Doctor Strange is, is back, he's seeing the cures happening, and the, the explosion happened, and just, just the, he's trying to contain the spell now, because the box is but broken. Coming through. But yeah, uh, um, and we catch up with uh, the Goblin Glider with Holland on it, he breaks the front of it to get to a, a pumpkin bomb and detonates it on the glider so they both fall to the Fucking um brutal by the way 
Yeah, onto their they fall shield. onto the shield from yeah. Is probably that's probably a video like, essay gold mine right there. I'm sure there's something dramatic about that. Yeah, that's blood on the shield. I'm probably probably like, blood on the shield now. Proper like rage mode, Tom, for just these few moments where he he like he literally reached, like he detonates a bomb and the thing that he is riding on. Yeah, um, yeah, he is pretty fucking pissed at Goblin he's right now. Going fucking hard. Well, I mean, so yeah, the the lines we get are um, poor Peter, too weak to send me home to die. That he just says, I just want to kill you myself. <laughs> And it's yeah, see that that on its own is already Goblin. just like fucking hell, and then get to go back to Goblin. And he just says, "Atta boy," and they fucking Atta boy. It's oh. <laughs> so good. And they get to have their again just their raw battle vision two point which um yeah you even <laughs> some of the the hits you get them going like ah sort of thing. Yeah, kind of hard hitting. It feels like it's like really beefy. It's like Ugh. it's good shit. Willem Dafoe is fucking beef. fantastic, as well as Tom Holland. Mm -hmm. And then he picks up the glider. He's about to do well, it. Well, he does that cool move first, though, right? The yes, he does, where he flips over him and then slams him into the the shield. Fucking wrecks him. Yeah, I think I think some of these yeah, moves the are actually from the PS4 oh, okay. game. I, he, he said they snuck some in there because they really liked the move set in that game. So I think that might have been it. Oh, really? Okay. It looks like something from the game, yeah. But then, yeah, yeah I was they... pretty pleased with a lot of the combat in this game when people are flipping around, fighting. Um, it, it was fun to watch the fights just sort of play out. Yeah, mm -hmm. and then um, but yeah, then uh, then. They they're looking on from the side. Peter grabs the shield, uh, the the glider. He's about to bring it down, and then Toby stops him and just looks at him, and it's mm -hmm. wonderful. Yeah, it, it, it might be my favorite really moment. Makes it. The silence and just the look. Absolutely, what, 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 it would be really like, worse for if, with talking. I think. Yeah, what what Imagine. I really like as well is that uh, Holland Spider Man doesn't immediately stop. Like he actually tries to push Toby down as well for a moment. Yeah. It's like, get out of my way. Well, then yeah. he realizes what he's doing right now. It's like, oh shit, yeah, I should probably stop. Yeah. I, okay, stuff. I'm sorry. Two consecutive moments in chat. I just don't understand Man. either of them. They're just chat set has contributed to this conversation. Why is Springy <laughs> creating straw men? What? Straw man? SJW <laughs> moment. What? <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> All what? Right, so, I'm so confused. So, the, the reason why this. Why don't you talk about the scene? I, I mean, I just couldn't help but notice, but the Statue of Liberty was a brown woman, so... Oh, no! Oh, no. <laughs> really gonna... uh, Wait, so are we talking about the scene now, or are we talking about comments? Yeah, let's talk let's about, about the scene. Okay, so it's amazing. It's like, one of the best parts yes. in the whole film. Yeah. If not the best part in the film, it's... It might be my favorite part. Toby's entire life and explanations and advice is all coming through that face to Tom. Tom knows this is the wrong yeah. thing to do. He desperately wants to do it, but it's wrong, but, and it's not going to make and, anything and, better. Like, they don't need to say anything, because they've already said it all to each other. They already yes. have that shared yeah. understanding, and all that Toby is doing is he doesn't need to say it. He's already said it. He just needs to be there to remind Tom of everything that they already share. Well, and I think he's created what happened for the other two Spider-Men that Tom didn't almost didn't get, which is Toby didn't get the chance to execute uh, the guy who killed Uncle Ben. The guy died. Um, 
he never made that choice, and he regretted. He got the experience of the person being dead. Uh, Garfield could never find the killer, so he never had the chance to kill him. Um, and then so Tom here has his chance, and he's taking it, and so Toby's the one this time that's taking the chance away to give him more time. Because we can't undo taking a life, realize. yeah. Yeah, and also just the other meaningful thing, he gets to save Norman from yeah. his own glider. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With, it's, from it's, his own it's, glider, yeah. It's so, it, it's equally for Norman as and for Tom. Like, it, he's doing an act of generosity for both of them in this moment. Absolutely. He's not standing against Tom, he's standing with him right now. Yeah. Um, I, could, I could totally imagine a, a version of this going differently where, you know, Tom stops himself or Andrew helps out or whatever, but it, it had to be Toby. Toby had yeah. to stop stop that mm -hmm. that killing because it was it was his it was his uh Osborne and he, and just that going full circle where he stops another Spider-Man from killing his first arch nemesis uh from with the same weapon, ironically. There's just a yeah. lot of meaning in that. It's some again, very, very simple, but so much meaning in it. <laughs> oh, so is, do you think it's deliberate that it's the same weapon? Do you think that's a very clear choice there that it, it's the same weapon that Norman originally died with? Considering how much care has been put into the other other uh, character payoffs, I think it was absolutely intentional. I think I'll lean on it being purposeful. Yeah, mm -hmm. it was yeah. on purpose. It was on purpose. For well, sure. I mean, we've, we've got both because like weapons. it's the only real weapon there right it but is. um it's but the only deadly it's weapon yeah it could have they could have come up with some without any issues at all yeah it, yeah. it could have been a green goblin knife it could have been a piece of wreckage that was a sharp yeah. piece of metal it could and have been the, you know it could have been other stuff just the shots leading up to it too are great because we saw we saw tom had won but then we see him like huffing and puffing he's like worn out he's defeated but then he's like then he grabs the bladed the bladed glider we know it's like okay he's going in for the kill and that's that's yeah just that progression there was just so subtle but so great like you see that he's one he could stop him now he could web him up he could do yeah. whatever but then he then he grabs the bladed weapon and we're like okay this is what's happening and as someone in chat has and... pointed out that is the weapon that aunt may was killed by mm -hmm. yep the same weapon so it's it's so many layers she died of a broken heart End of this ain't Revenge of the <laughs> She died of saying great power and great responsibility in a Spider-Man movie. That's true. If she died of someone else... a death sentence, basically, yeah. <laughs> yeah, the universe is like, uh-oh. She died uh -oh. because she plagiarized You're not Uncle Ben. You die now. <laughs> also, the universe killed her for not being Uncle Ben. Whenever the visuals yeah. on screen stop, it ben shows being belted. a bunch of League of Legends videos. It's always like, you watch that still? It's like, that ain't my recommend. We watch together is... I don't know. It's, um, it's to do with this channel, I guess. I, I definitely don't watch I really watch want you to play League of Legends. Let chat know that yeah. you don't watch League of Legends. I, <laughs> well, I'm trying to... I, like, I don't know how Watch Together works. It seems to recommend from the channel the video is currently from, I think. I'm not sure. But it's uh, it's not something I recognize. I don't know who the guy is. Um, The only thing I didn't like about that last fight was that they kind of did the oh i can't cross the 30 foot gap to get to tom and like andrew was like had to throw something eventually but he couldn't get there like that was the only thing well, like God, there's going to be too many spider-men in there and it's going to be messy but andrew definitely could have gotten to tom and helped him but i think it was we the, the payoff was worth it but it did make 
it did make that awkward moment where uh, both both Toby and Andrew were, were easily within closing distance to go help Tom. I don't. I think they were watching him pretty much not need any help. I if, I think they were looking at him like, yeah, he's he's basically he's got Norman on the ground. He's beating him up. If we go over there, it's going to have to be to stop him. But they don't realize they're going to have to stop him yet. Yeah. I'm okay with and this. I, like, I there's, can... there's lots of reasons Andrew might have hesitated to go forward as opposed to watching. I can absolutely believe that Toby was, especially now with his, you know, he's more wise in his age and he's kind of the mentor Spider-Man. There was a part of him that was looking at that and was like, hmm, hmm, is he going to do it? Do I need to be ready just in case? You know, that kind of mindfulness that he might have that maybe Andrew Garfield wouldn't. And we both, we both, uh, it's like also a payoff for both of them because they both said how they crossed the line. They, they got too, they got too bitter. They got too jaded and they started, they stopped pulling the punches and, and went to a dark place. And so they could, they could identify that, that moment in Tom. So I think that, yeah. that and I think it, they do show Andrew is like stood in place when he sees that, uh, Toby's been stabbed. Like he was heading there, but then he stops in shock sort of thing. And then he throws it. I guess. I I I I have to look at the geography again. It it seems like it's one web swing away to me. So it's a little. I understand you don't want too many you don't want too many bodies in there, like blocking up the shot and kind of mudding up what's happening. But yeah, I don't think anything would have changed uh, event wise, though. Maybe not. And and he does get over there and help Toby as soon as Toby stabs. So like he's not he's not like assassinated or anything like that. But I I did I did note that I'm like yeah he could have gotten over there. But oh well, it's fine. And uh, and Goblin just being like I may have struck the blow, but you're the one that killed her. Mm-hmm. Like oh mm-hmm. you you're mean. You're meanie. And then he gets the... <laughs> that's that's what Tom should have said to him. <laughs> You, you, you're a mean. You're a meany one. You are. Uh, Should have screamed that he was thrusting down the glider. You're mean. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, then Norman's cured, and he's like, "What have I done?" It's like, yeah, Norman's a pretty normal dude. So this has probably been a lot for him to absorb. Uh, coming out of that, he's the absorber off. Yeah. No. And yeah, uh, it's not I think, so bad being a ceiling tile or wherever the fuck I am. Uh, Jay brought it up earlier, but it is funny when all of the cracks are appearing, it's all falling apart. And then Toby just goes, "Is that happening, or am I dying?" <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like it's not not only is it funny, it's also a great character moment. I think of just this genuine reassurance between the Spider Men. Yeah. Um. Of like, yeah. They. I don't know. Maybe. Maybe it felt a bit real for me because like, um. That's the kind of shit I just see when people have overdone it on whatever substance they're on. You get that kind of <laughs> shit. Um, and, and I've been around that kind of stuff uh, where people would have done that. And yeah, that felt very real to me, that moment. Um, of that's the kind of reassurance that you give in that situation. And it, it, it did feel like very real emotional reassurance between these characters who have been built up to care about each other, even though they've only just met, but do you not have meaningful like, connections already? I like that line from Andrew. It's like, you're in so much pain. It's like, yeah, I am. <laughs> like, yeah, I am. <laughs> like they've, been, they've all been there. So they kind of, they have almost like a, uh, an extra sense because they've, they've shared so many 
different universe but similar experiences they've all been stabbed they've all been you know probably shot at they've all been hurt beyond you know what most people have endured so i just like that little extra development that a very for how little screen time they actually share on screen they they have a really good camaraderie oh yeah it's it's great um it's nice to see instead of everybody trying to one-up each other or be better than the other and that sort of thing it's a cool like they're not in competition with one another yeah, it's nice to see people work together and actually want to achieve the same goal and try to like figure out tactics and plans and and everything. Well, they just care about nice. each other's well-being. That's the thing I like. They they, they want each other to feel nice. Oh, mm-hmm. oh my. Um, feel nice. Well, what is it? Is it is is it wrong if they fuck? No, no. no. Yes. no well, it's a sin against God. You know, I will allow permission. it. I will allow it. I will allow it. Is it is it wrong no. to fuck the multiverse version of yourself? Yes, that's uh, almost sensuality. As, as Loki has established, <laughs> apparently there's nothing at all that is like weird about this. Oh, that's true, yeah, right? To do a little kissing. <laughs> like what? What a what an ill-advised decision! <laughs> like in terms of just well, storytelling, your worst sex? advised is the stupidity from Cosmodor, where he was like, "Why is everyone talking about the morality of it when it's not possible?" Man, oh, that's. that's uh, <laughs> That's uh-huh. what man, what a great Can some statement. people just can't think of concepts, you know? <laughs> fiction. Some people are just not mentally prepared you know to it's entertain really hypotheticals. That, it's you, very you know, unlikely there are... that you'll be in a situation where you could redirect a trolley to kill one person <laughs> instead of five people. You know? You know, about? I just it's like, do you know what a hypothetical is? Like some of them are never gonna happen. Did you know that sure. you know you know that yesterday everything you're doing today was hypothetical? That's uh, true. Yesterday you said tomorrow. Tomorrow you said Did I? 2015 reference. I just I just watched that earlier today because it came up in my search results. Tomorrow. Um, Craig's flexing his 105 IQ. What? <laughs> Hell yeah, bro. More like 105 well, sorry, K IQ. Wait. Am I right, Craig's? I'm I'm a very I'm super I'm very very expert. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You've um, got lots of IQs. We're, we're getting, I have much skills. We're getting close-ish to, to the end, you know? I'm, I'm, I'm a little bit... Oh, oh yeah, damn. we kind of are. We we sped up, or at least it feels like we did. We're at seven hours. I don't know if we it sped feels... up. <laughs> yeah, we're at seven <laughs> well, hours. Well, <laughs> I, I guess, I don't know. It feels that way. It, it, it feels like we would... Because, yeah, it... Eh, eh, eh. Um, That's all right. Yeah, strange yeah. being like they're all here because of you. Which, by the way, we do spot. I think from what I've seen online, it's it's Scorpion, Rhino, Craven, the Hunter, possibly someone else you see in the silhouettes. Spider-Man fans. I hope it. Oh my god! Imagine Rhino Weasel. was one of the ones who came through. <laughs> Paul Giamatti. Yeah. Yeah. That'd be great. Yeah. Oh, that, Dude, that, imagine that, imagine the same movie, through. but instead you get like uh, Amazing Spider-Man's fucking. Uh, Amazing Spider-Man's Green Goblin, Amazing Spider-Man's Rhino, and you get um, the Eddie Brock from Spider-Man uh, Three. Yeah, and the um, what is it? What well, Bone Young Green Goblin from? Bring in Bone Saw. Who's Bone Saw? The first guy that's oh, oh Bone Saw, right? Yes, okay. Yeah, Bone Saw is ready. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, bone sore. I'd love to see that. Chat will be very disappointed. He's happily married to his husband. Bone no, no, we need all the Bruce Campbells to come through. 
I like that Bruce Campbell literally gave him his name. Where it's like, I'm the human spider. It's like, that that sucks. Spider-Man. <laughs> yeah. Apparently he was going to be Mysterio in um, yep. Raimi's Spider-Man 4. That's right. Hey, it could still happen. Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's more likely now than ever, ever, right? I guess so, yeah. Um, well, unless Bruce Campbell shows up in a... Doctor Strange 2, right? <clears throat> I guess that would count. Um, yeah, he's like, uh, basically, like, they're all coming because of you. And then he's like, we'll make everyone forget me. And then <laughs> Doctor Strange says no. And then Peter's like, it would work though, wouldn't it? And then he says, everyone who knows and loves you will have no memory of you, as though you never existed. And then Peter's like, do it. And I, I'm totally fine with everything Peter says in this scene, but it's all out of character for Strange, as far as I'm concerned. First of all, yep, how the fuck say... is Peter telling you about the spell that will work? How the, how, yeah. What? Um. Secondly. Yeah, it should be Strange saying you're gonna have to make this sacrifice, and you know, like, because there's no way Strange ain't casting this spell. To be fair, he probably fucking cast it already without telling Peter, because it's tearing the universe apart. Mm-hmm. I'm yeah. sure Strange yeah. does care that this will be this will be tough for Peter, but that pales in comparison to everybody being torn apart by Spider-Man villains forever. Yeah, it's like the the right conversation, but they just have to swap the two, the who's saying what. Like Strange should have the idea. Um, he should be, but, and the one, re, you know, resisting the idea should be, uh, should be Tom until he realizes, yes, this is the only way I've, you know, cause one of the, one of the long standing themes has been, he's always about, uh, putting others before himself. Like even in homecoming, he would ruin his own personal life in order to potentially save a few people. So he's always, that's always been him. So when it comes down to like him or the world, he would choose the world, of course. So. I'm not sure that um, he should even be um, fighting back at all. I think uh, I think it should just be a shared understanding of this is what needs to be done. Yeah, dude, having him say no to Peter, I was like, what the fuck? He would never say that. <laughs> I, I meant Peter saying no to Strange is that uh, in that hypothetical. I don't think that Peter should say no to the idea either. I think they should just both be like, yep. I, yeah, I know. I, we wanna, I get this needs to be done. I think you're sucks, right, but this is happening. I think that's the solution. It should have just been a conversation where they both realize that's the solution. They both understand it's a huge sacrifice, but it has to be done. It also doesn't really make sense um, as a solution. <laughs> Someone called like, him Doctor String. Doctor String. <laughs> I mean, why is that I, funny? Why is that I, funny? Doctor String. I don't know. That's not his name. My mind goes to Mouse Hunt for whatever reason. Um, yeah, I agree. I don't really understand like why that spell is going to fix anything, um, but it's a meaningful choice for sure. Mm. Yeah, I mean, plot-wise, I don't think it makes sense, but the characters understand this to be the solution, and they know what's at risk, and they choose to do it, which is very meaningful. It's incredibly meaningful for Peter to make a decision yeah. to us. He because the whole reason that the plot happens is because he wanted to pr like <clears throat> preserve this life, and now he makes the choice to give it up willingly in order to well, save everybody I mean, else. He, he also another a huge main factor for him is um, wanting to get his friends to go uh, the opportunity to get to MIT. Like that's the thing that drives him over the edge. Well, uh, and they actually do get this in the in this conclusion, but he is basically sacrificing 
the life he's built up so far. Like he's sacrificing his life for throughout this. the trilogy. Yeah. Yeah. Not only is he sacrificing his life, he is sacrificing anyone ever knowing that he's sacrificed. He'll get no recognition whatsoever yeah. from anyone for everything. It's thankless and it only detriments him. One well, is it covers all three of the main lessons from the trilogy. Homecoming being it was never about the glory. He's giving up all the glory. Far from home being it's not about comparing yourself or how people see you compared to other people. It's like he's erased people's knowledge of him, like being compared to other heroes. It's not even like a factor anymore because he's yeah. unknown. And then the third being good deeds have great cost. Which Yeah. Yeah, it's um it's pretty excellent. <laughs> like in terms of just tying everything together from a character perspective anyway. Well, I mean, that's why we we feel that Tom Holland's Spider-Man has uh, just excellent right now position. We haven't even gotten yep. to the uh, the additional choice he makes. Yeah, but he he's in such a fantastic position that um, if ever he's ruined in future stuff, I'm just like I'm just gonna hug the trilogy. Trilogy's mine. Can't take it away. <laughs> no, I guess we got Not this thing. Trilogy. Then, then the I'm other movie it. comes along. It's a mangled monstrosity. You grab the little spray can. No, it's get away. No, go away. <laughs> I have my things. I have my old. Th I'm gonna sit on my porch yeah. with my things that I like, and I'm gonna yell at those damn kids. <laughs> and I'm just gonna be one of those people that I. I just gonna be one of them. Eventually, you're all gonna turn into those people. Um, oh, yeah, someone's put it out in chat. They'll never know what you sacrificed for them, but unironically. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and it's funny you bring that up, because yeah, someone just said true. Doctor Strange is ruined beyond repair if he's going to be chill with what Wanda did. It's like, he's been ruined beyond repair post pretty much Endgame. Uh, as soon as Dude, we found yeah. out in Endgame that his one working plan was not a single working plan at all, he was pretty much ruined. Was not to put Thanos in the mirror dimension. and then He's responsible for so much bad shit at the end of Endgame, and then this <sighs> film has absolutely just made him a fucking clown. <laughs> so the and idea it sucks the people... because that's what I liked about his movie. When Doctor Strange came out, I liked Doctor Strange. Yeah. I wanted to see more of him, and now it's like, go away. Well, the uh, fact that he's chill with so, Wanda is um, like, oh, fuck off, whatever then. Someone, so, well, no, no, so, so one of the same people who's been complaining the whole time just said, what a prediction, in a year, AFAP e e will say that plot doesn't matter. Yeah, no, We've been no, complaining, about the, we think complaining about the plot this whole fucking time. <laughs> Go away. I think you are, I think like, you're gonna have to, you gotta wait for the actual number scores. Yeah, yeah, but still got some bigger numbers yet. It's great. The character writing is great. I'm sorry that us praising one aspect of the film makes you irrationally yeah. angry that we don't just hate it entirely because one of the other aspects of the film is weak. Well, I feel like I'm this, sorry this, that we're able to appreciate the film's strength the good in it. when it's like, when it has flaws. Because they're not they're actually sorry. I'm being sarcastic. You're being well, dumb. Yeah, sure. Stop it. <laughs> <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> I, I I do I do think that some of you guys are going to be surprised. <laughs> like I I do think that maybe maybe not. I mean, if the, if they watched our the Suicide Squad coverage, they should be prepared for what's going to happen. Yeah, yeah. Like there's still a lot wrong with the film. It's just the things that it really needed to get right. It outside of Doctor Strange, it fucking nailed. Like the only complaint I really have with the characters outside of Doctor Strange is I want more. I'm greedy. I want my four hour cut. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
The other spell... Oh, well, I guess I don't want to skip over... Uh, I, I really like his last interaction with the other Spider-Men. Like, he just gets an urge yeah. to hug them. And so it's just... Yeah. They yep. meant a lot to each These other. These come across as very normal people. You know, yeah. like... Yeah. They, yeah. I know the they're famous eyes. actors, and I know that they're... But they just come across as people you'd meet who are in this really, situation, you know? They really plucked very them out relatable. of the very... Yeah, they plucked them out of the very cinematic universes they came from and humanized them. Like, you actually got, kind of got how uh, Electro feels, you know, how the kind of little personal problems and sort of things that they the Spider-Men worry about. Like, they did a really good job of just making them into humans you care about. That's, yeah. that's They went through the, the good filter. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was really good. And, uh, yeah, the, the hug out thing, like, there's so much that they, between helping them save and undo everything and and save the world again but also particularly for tom helping him stop making stop tom uh from making the biggest mistake of his life and killing goblin like that would have it's like you can't really express that in words but they do it really well just like thank you so much and they like they're like immediate best friends but they know that they don't belong here so it's like a lot of things that you go over in such a short amount of time but like in previous time, uh, previous things we talked about, simple but executed really well. So, uh, like so his final conversation with Ned and MJ is basically explaining to them that there's no other choice; got to forget them, and they both are very adamant that he get them back in his life. But um, they do the little uh, the little secret handshake as well, which is. It, it genuinely, I had a moment of like, oh man, I remember when I first saw that in Homecoming. It's actually like, it feels like it was a while ago. Mm. These, uh, <laughs> these two lads. Uh, so it's been a fun ride, but yeah, that's uh, about to erase all of that. And of course, hey, this, by the way, this is why a, a lot of why it's, he doesn't want them to forget he's Spider Man. Yes. Because it's a bit like this. And yeah, he's 100% definitely going to get that back sorted. And then we get a little like thing from J. Jonah about he's like complaining about Spider-Man and then they sort of do it in a way where he, like the second half of his complaints are about how he's anonymous. And you're like, oh, yeah, so the spells... Mm -hmm. now, know, and so that's like yeah, that's the, the part of the... In terms of the choice, the spell part's really cool. In terms of how it affects the world mechanically, I have no idea no, how that... Yeah. No idea how that makes any sense. Uh, like, so many questions about this spell. It needs to be erased, like, digitally, it's tech, it's memory, like, You know, it's government. hard to erase people. It's very like, hard to man. erase all traces of people. Like, with everything that's documented. Birth certificate, um, driver... Yeah. Well, I guess, you know, I have a driver's license, school en enrollment, you know, like, census stuff. Just his online accounts, anything well, just like that's stuff that he him. did, stuff that's like, oh, wait, uh, you, you know, like let, let's say like, uh, two people met because like they were both friends of his. It's like, oh, how did we meet? I, well, I don't know. Like, I think, uh, I think, I think it would just be imagine if Brad Pitt, like the person, just got erased from like existence in terms of memories <laughs> and like who is in the movies with him in the footage yeah exactly like, what about right. everything that has to do with the role that he's played yeah and what about how exactly we do you account a, for that we met and did a brad pitt marathon and that's how we became really good friends or something like what yeah does it become a mm. like, do, do you bec does it become like a tom cruise marathon instead yeah. <laughs> like, how do you i guess, I guess that's i guess that is actually the the 
the, the least it has to be thing. that or it's broken i think that's i think that's yeah. uh and well, I, I, I think it is broken how, anyway broken but still, still, that's yeah. the least broken thing <laughs> like, mechanically like, it's pretty bad it, it, but, it replaces uh, him with someone else in in people's memories i guess so it's, it's almost astronomical because you think about like they just wrote a book about his exploits with spider-man is that now every single page of every single copy of that book now magically rewritten the ebook mm. the audiobook spoken, well, like like that's it's so universal <laughs> Dude, the amount of <laughs> digital and physical information that has to be changed at this point it's just like strange are you well, god is... yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <Are> you god <laughs> Like there's a villain movie. idea in that with with someone not being able to reconcile the memories of their own life with what they actually know about reality. There's something there. And I, uh, I get the impression they don't want to tell us, which is kind of annoying, but I, I don't even know how you begin to explain how yeah. this works. It's one of those things you just gotta kind of like, uh, don't think about it too much. <laughs> Which is not good. Um, yeah. I would rather be able to think about these things. Yeah, Can we answer who cares about who cares about character work when the film is broken? Well, the character work isn't broken. There you oh. go. No, the character decision is still really we, meaningful in terms yeah. of uh, what it means to Peter. It means a lot. It's 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 one of the greatest sacrifices that you can make, short of like giving your life. Yeah, the idea that Actually. there is absolutely no recognition from anybody that you just did what you did. No one will ever know. And he has no support base anymore. He has no, no friends, no family. He's on his own, having to make his own way in a, quite an unfeeling universe, you know? It's it's a very compromising position to be in. Yep. One that suggested it, and he gave it all up, and then we get to him beginning to, you know, make, make the situation go back to normal, at least to some degree, with getting back to MJ and Ned. He's got his little notes planned out. I'm sure he's thought about this for a while, but what he'll say, how he'll say it. He knows that he can probably regain the relationship with those two pretty quickly. Um, mm -hmm. Right in, you'll know the references. He knows what they care about, all that stuff. And so he's uh, ordering his drink from MJ, and he's uh, just noting that they, they got into MIT. Um, but he doesn't go in to order a drink. Doesn't he orders a drink? Doesn't he? he orders a drink though because yeah, oh, yeah, he uh, he, got, he he goes in saying hi, uh, I'm here. I've got uh, I'm Peter Parker, and then he goes to read, and he's and then she's like yeah, and he's like, and I would like to order a coffee, please. Like it, 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 him ordering the drink is him copping out of it. Um, no, he hasn't copped out no. yet. He's buying himself some time. No, yeah, the drink is oh, just, okay, okay. It's just him getting the gap because it's going to be really awkward to walk in and just start talking to her about stuff instead of ordering something. Isn't mm -hmm. it? Um, yeah, he's, he's, he's almost just enthralled by how they are as they are. Gets the drink and then he starts asking her just normal person questions and she answers them in ways that you can already start learning about her and their relationship is already developing. It's going pretty well, actually. And he even does the connection on the, um, if you prepare to be disappointed. Yeah, and she's even impressed, it's like, oh shit, yeah, that's, I, I, yeah. Um, and then she brushes her hair aside as she's handing the drink over, at least I think that's it, and uh, he sees the wound, and he asks her if, so, you know, is she okay, and she yeah. says it doesn't hurt anymore. And, uh, mm -hmm. and he freezes for a little bit, and then he puts his notes away. 
because he just made a choice and John Watts didn't make it explicit, yes. which I'm very thankful for because it wouldn't be. It would be like that. Yeah. Uh, I mean, like, why, uh, why would why would he say out loud the choice he's making here? For people who don't understand exactly characters, Jay, of which there's many, <laughs> unfortunately. Really? There are people out there who way prefer it when characters I'm are explicit about how they feel, about the, how the characters feel, even if it's at the cost of them sounding like people. Um, yeah, so he's noted that his influence on her life and Ned's is damage to them, or at least puts them in serious lack of safety. Combine that mm -hmm. with his thoughts from Goblin about how he killed Aunt May. Combine that with how even Doctor Strange told him, like, a lot of this is his fault. Just knowing the repercussions of all of his actions from the trilogy. And, um... Just, just knowing that his life is going to be pursuing that of helping people, and the more he does that, the more he puts people he loves at risk, so he's not going to regain that relationship. He's going to leave them be. Gotta be. It's, that's what tough. We, that's big in the What a choice to make. It's almost like he's gone on a character arc. <laughs> oh my god. I was it's so like impressed. Just thoroughly impressed when I saw this. I was just like, you yep. actually had him do that. You had him make it so that those two will be safe by never talking to them again. Yeah, and yep, then it's... Peter gets into his dank apartment and makes his new homemade suit. Which I love the look of. I like it. There's one scene before yeah. that, though. Just the one nice. happy. Oh, is there? oh is yeah, yeah, of and course. Really right. yeah. We can't. That's oh, yeah, the other, the grave. Yeah, we're, uh, which I think is the thesis of the whole trilogy at this point. Happy saying that he lost a friend a while back, and that he was thinking that when they're gone, is everything they stood for gone with them? And, the scene uh, kind of fucks with plot even more, though. Uh, do you mean because he says, how did you know May, and he says through Spider-Man? I knew her through Spider-Man, and ha they, they com Happy confirms that he knew May through Spider-Man, so it's like, so, that mean? you know May through, you yeah. knew May because you knew that Spider-Man was Peter Parker, so how does that work? There is now. either. So are we... I guess it depends on how this. That yeah, go ahead. Is it just supposed to be that nobody ever knew that Peter Parker was Spider Man? They don't even know that he's. They don't know who Peter Parker. <laughs> is. Yeah, because Happy it, does not know that person standing next to him is even called Peter Parker, right? Or is Peter Parker? Yeah. yeah. The Peter Parker that was with Aunt May. Was there a Peter Parker with Aunt May now? I I think I don't think there. I don't know. Are we like, supposed I to don't... think that Spider-Man worked with Aunt May and it had nothing to do with them as family or blood or anything? I guess so, I guess but so. then at that point it makes you wonder what that what Happy's memories are, because goddamn. Like, yeah, well, we know that Happy can't just know have, that like, memories erased. He has to have fake memories now, like, yeah, for that to does. work. Yeah, because if there's just Holy gaps, shit, people strange. will explore those gaps. Yeah, no, this is why it's unethical <laughs> as fuck what Strange is doing with these yeah. memory spells. Yep. Yeah. Because when Peter does it, you're like, well, he's got his motivations, he hasn't thought through this all the way, he doesn't understand it from that perspective, you know, he is young, and there's reasons, you know, why he might not, you know, consider that sort of thing. But Strange just, like, would call. understand Jesus it. Christ, uh... Strange would understand it perfectly, and he just does it anyway. And you're like, cool. Um, so about it. Uh, but yeah, so I'm not sure that that's just it's the same point we made earlier. Just I don't understand mechanically how any of it makes sense uh, yeah. with the memories, but yeah, yeah. I mean, it has to be blood, right? Because uh, just Aunt Aunt May, I'm assuming that's a blood relation. So like, how how is he 
how are they both familiar with Aunt May, but not? Yeah, it's, that's complicated. Just he's just kind of completely erased as a nephew. You I might suppose. be able to come up with something after a long time of thinking about it, but I I don't. I'm I just I don't think it's it's just bad. <laughs> like it's and they provide no explanation, so it's like that's just video SAS territory kind of thing. So yeah. And um, uh, I've seen it noted that uh, she should be buried next to Uncle Ben. I guess I I, I don't even know. He might be on that plot. I don't know. I actually thought they were going to do that. Uh, show Ooh. the grave there. They don't show it, they but like, I, you know, he could be there. Um, that would have sure. actually made a lot more sense if it, if they showed a grave there, actually. That would have tied things up quite a bit, actually. I'm surprised they didn't do that. Yeah, I, I am slightly I think, confused I wonder about... if um, they would have had to show the date of death, and that's something they want to leave ambiguous. Well, they didn't show her date of death either. They had flowers in oh, front of it. True. Yeah, I guess because I, mean, I don't think that the MCU even knows at this point what year it is. And I don't know if the MCU knows what they've done with Uncle Ben yet. I'm not sure they know what canon is for this universe, Uncle yeah. Ben. Well, I think I think John Watts should be would be allowed to to make something though with that if he wanted to. I think he would absolutely but, have permission to confirm a story for Uncle that, Ben. But Falcon the Winter Soldier did not have permission to confirm Captain America's status. Though they are right. making Spider-Man freshman year or whatever the hell it's called, which is going to be like the MCU, an animated series that shows the MCU origin story or whatever. You know what a great excuse would be? Uh, here lies Peter Parker, lost after the blip, never recovered, you know, so-and-so. I don't know. That'd be a, it's a pretty good excuse. I'm sure there's a lot of confusion after the blip. A lot of people probably lost their lives. But then people would know who he was, and they would be able to see him still there. Peter Parker wasn't uh, revealed as Spider-Man until after he wasn't. Oh, uh, but the spell re erases all knowledge of Peter Parker from the universe. Yeah, so like his friends would still know oh, who he yeah. was, but then they'd just That's be like, true. "Going, That's... hey, you died ages ago. What the fuck? You what?" Well, yeah, I guess yes, he has to be completely erased from memory. So I guess I guess we're supposed to assume that Peter Parker never existed, according to everybody. Yeah, so Aunt May, Aunt May just, didn't so have yeah, Spider-Man is just this hero that exists and nobody knows the identity of. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I don't know how the the Avengers can square that away, but it whatever. There's no point in thinking about how any of it works, really, because it don't. Yeah, yeah, because it's yeah. just fundamentally broken. Um, he says it's such uh, an insanely powerful spell. It's insane. It is, yeah. Uh, yeah so he says. Is it all gone with them for what they stand for? And uh, Peter says, everybody she helped, they'll keep it going. And he says, you think so? And he says, I know. And I think that's supposed to reflect on everything Peter's picked up across the trilogy from all of his different mm -hmm. influences. Tony, Aunt May, Even the villains. Ben. Yeah. Um, he is filled with experience and... It's it's just going to be what he's going to take with him now. It's a, as a lot of people point out. Some people point this out derogatorily. I certainly don't. We've completed what makes a boy become Spider Man. He's got all of his tools. Uh, how how do you point yeah. that out derogatorily? You say it derogatorily. You say this was a just this was just an origin story for Spider Man. That's oh how you no! That's how you do it. <laughs> oh no! Oh no! Uh, I don't, yeah, I don't, know, I don't know why that's a problem, but some people see it as a problem. Um, I mean, it's some, amazing. Some people uh, are it, dumb. What's kind of really his... interesting about the character... 
Oh, well, I was just going to finish Sorry. it off and just say he ends up in his sure. small apartment. He's got very little money to his name. He's got to get his rent in, and he's listening to a police scanner, and he crafts his own suit to go out there and fight that suit. crime. Seemingly based and inspired by the other Spider-Man. Which is also was perfectly that Spider-Man Two apartment? Was that the Spider-Man Two apartment? I, it looks very similar. So I'm it wondering if that similar, was intentional. Yeah. I think it was a bit bigger than the Spider-Man Two apartment. Yeah, it's a one. Hmm. I have no clue. <laughs> yeah, I hope they yep. fix his damn door. Yeah, his damn door. Yeah, I mean, it's it's quite quite impressive because that's one thing that I always felt was weird is that they didn't really do his origin story in uh, the MCU. They they kind of throw him in right in the middle of Civil War and then kind of he, he, he's like, they kind of, it's almost, it's almost comical how they say like, oh, remember that spider you got bitten by? And it's like, yeah, well, spider's dead now. I'm sorry, he can't become Spider-Man as well. Well, but like, it's 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 almost like really aware that it, it didn't have like a, a superhero origin story, but when you realize it and kind of put it that way, this is like a superhero origin trilogy. Of yeah, and he's now of all of his values, yeah. which is the important part. Not I want to see how he was bitten. I want to see Uncle Ben get shot ten times in the face because that's the, it's you gotta actually see. like really it's incredibly unique that way because it doesn't actually show any of the actual superhero power origins, but it thoroughly develops his character. It's really interesting. Yeah. Um. Like, this does leave me wanting more. If I didn't have the larger existential knowledge of how rare good films are, it would, this would leave me wanting so, like, I would want to see, like, like the Logan equivalent for Toby McGuire, like, continuing to explore his story. I'd, I want to see, like, whatever they want, wherever Tom Holland's story goes next. I'd even want to see what the hell um, Andrew Garfield's up to. I wouldn't even mind, like, an anthology film that kind of checks in with, different points in the various timelines because they've just done such a great job of investing me in all three of these series and i fucking hated the uh well i still hate the films individually but um i really uh like the fact that i went that i hate the amazing spider-man films and these films still managed to really invest me in those characters i i just cannot i can't understate how impressive that is well, yeah. Uh, what, are say, guys, uh, the, what are you guys? What you guys on? Sorry, we're on credits. Phone call, it's done. So. You are now oh, free for all. Say whatever I you want. I liked the credits. Yeah, they were cool. I mean, we've got. I, uh, I oh yeah, they were cool. I like the I like the song and I like the visuals. Uh, I guess we've got an end credit scene to discuss. Um, um, I don't care about no, either the, uh, of the Venom one. I don't care about either of the. Yeah, I didn't see it. I guess the second one, the first one, is just oh, maybe there'll be Venom. Uh, yeah, and the second one is "Hey, Doctor Strange 2. So, oh, hey. And that trailer, I'm just, I was like, what the fuck ever. Nothing's gonna make any <laughs> sense. I don't even care about him because he's an asshole at this point, and Wanda's not gonna be. She's not gonna be punished for West for you. Man, so... you are such an MCU shill, Mola. Jesus. I know. Right? <laughs> yeah. What the hell? I know. So, some people oh, would be like, like, "Well, it's Sam Raimi." I'd be like, "I don't. Do you think Sam Raimi can rescue Doctor Strange at this point?" Sam, Sam Raimi couldn't deal with put Venom in it as a studio requirement. <laughs> think about oh, everything. No. Think, about, oh, no. think about all of the studio requirements he's dealing with here. Yeah, your hot takes are going to burn the EFAP. Your hot takes are like black goo from outer space. They ruin third In films. what way are they like black goo from outer space rags? I think it's self-evident. 
Um, so that, I mean, if there's any other subjects you guys wanted to cover before we essentially get to conclusions. Uh, I, mean, I feel like we covered everything. Yeah, I think I that think was the so goal. Too. and We, we kind of did it. Then it will be Woody's roundup, basically, now. <laughs> well, um... I'm... Uh, yeah, I don't know what we what I could add that hasn't already really been said. It's got yeah. problems. We lost Doctor Strange, but <laughs> I really, really love the well, movie. What if we uh? What if everybody says their score and then we we go from there? Like, all uh, right, well, we'll go left to right. The number, that's it. Out of just 10. say the number, and, and then, this yeah. this this number is what you believed it to be in terms of its craft out of ten. No, none of your emotions. All right, get them out of here. Mm -hmm. I did that already. Go go away, emotions. So um, Yo, I, I, like I, just to check, Skipper, are you still alive? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> excellent. Uh, we will start with you. We'll do this quick, okay, everybody. Get ready. We're gonna go left to right and just say a number out of ten that you think this film is in terms of what it achieves writing wise. Go. Uh, seven. I think I am at a five, maybe a six, but probably a five. Wow. <laughs> uh, the premise is really flawed. I won't go over it. Um, Say the fucking number! Okay. Everyone pay attention to the rules! <laughs> uh, seven. 6.5 5 6 5.5 I am also going to give it a 5.5 You know, am I the lowest score? I yeah. think I said probably a 5 oh, okay. So that makes you the lowest <laughs> That's I hilarious, <laughs> I feel like us two Me and you are the ones people probably expect the highest score from yeah, yeah, it's real I, awkward, um, man. Especially if you tweeted, they all said they love it. Uh, Nine point five out of ten it. incoming, man. Yeah, that's super awkward, though. Like, you can I say that? I, I think, like, man. A, a single number score for this film is pretty meaningless, right? Because it knocks so much shit out of the yeah. park and then fucks so much other stuff up. Like, that's, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Suicide Squad kind of thing. The yeah. Suicide Squad. It's yeah. definitely a sui uh, the Suicide Squad That's actually situation. My logic is like that uh, the character work they achieve more and a lot higher points and more than Suicide Squad does, but the Suicide Squad didn't destroy it, a character. Yeah. Yeah. So it kind of levels out. Like, but and, 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 and in terms of, of plot, in right. terms of plot, I think the Suicide Squad is just like a garbled the mess. Suicide the Suicide Squad through, doesn't break reality. Spider Man. <laughs> Spider-Man breaks reality. Yeah, that's fair. But the, but once it's broken reality to get the story going, it's fine until the at end when it, it fucks it again. Break. Yeah, at least it doesn't waste breaking reality. It doesn't waste I guess. the break. Yes, that's, I think <laughs> no, that's a good way to put it. It breaks yeah, the universe and then it Because I, I think I've said it a couple of times, Doctor Strange was sacrificed so that the three Spider-Men may live. <laughs> Like, and Doctor Strange onto the cross, please. If uh, just because I think people will be curious, uh, if we could just go left to right quick as well. What is your number for emotional flumps? And remember that one's subject to all kinds of change. I imagine generally how you feel on the time of day. But I'm just curious uh, as an emotional experience watching this thing. How did it rank for you? And I guess maybe we'll go right to left this time, just to shake it up with meme going first. Oh and I just want a number. I don't want any rationalization. I'm gonna say. An 8.5. 8. 8. About 8.5, yeah. 9. Whoa! 8.5. I think I'm at a... 
I I think I'm in an eight. Yeah. Two. No, I'm just kidding, eight. <laughs> <laughs> wow alvin come on and, uh, yeah i think that's super interesting to think about that uh it is scoring so high on enjoyment levels with so many people yeah yeah i was yeah. not satisfied by a movie like that in a long time i feel that i just oh it's it's i loved it i loved watching it i love the feeling i had when i walked out of the theater i enjoyed talking mm -hmm. with the people about it um and I'm so, like I said before, many hours ago, it's like a weight is lifted off my shoulders that they stuck the landing with uh, Tom Holland, Spider-Man. And yeah. the, the trilogy we got was so, so well realized in terms of his character and his development. And if it ended here, I would be super satisfied. I'd be totally mm -hmm. fine if this was the end. I think, um, I think that we've basically got a trilogy that is the strongest in the MCU because like, I, th I think Far From Home uh, would be the weakest um, because it doesn't achieve as many character highs and it's still got tons of plot issues. Um, but you compare it to like the other MCU like trilogies, mm. like I, you know, there's Iron Man three, there's Winter Soldier, or <laughs> two, <laughs> nervously and sweats. One, I guess as well. Um, it it feels like a. Uh, it, I am super happy with the character writing throughout this whole series. It feels like. Um, the plans definitely changed. They obviously changed. Um, but they still managed to achieve a surprisingly cohesive, like, central arc. Um, what it's, what it's do you mean great. the plans obviously changed? Dude, that, there was no way that the third movie was meant to be, like, a multiverse movie. When that they, was absolutely yeah, yeah. different. It was meant to be crazy. Um, that was the original plan. All the contracts with Sony, well, well, Spider-Man, I mean, and everything else have been probably very floaty throughout all of this. True? But yeah. I think that the uh, I think that the arc uh, was probably planned. Um, that, well, that's what in... I'm getting at. Is that I think that uh, I think that a lot of things changed, but they didn't lose sight of what they were going for as a story. It feels too, it feels too well aligned, and it all just slots in so well that I can't help but feel like it was the plan from the beginning. That by the end, we basically do get to the Spider-Man that people are more familiar with on his own doing his own thing, having learned his lessons, and kind of ready at this point, like in the next trilogy, to take on the role of a mentor. There we have it, Spider-Man. Yeah, uh, oh, by the way, uh, I love the title, because at the end, there's no way he can get back to what he knew as his safety yeah. nets. No way home at all now. Yeah. And on yeah, yeah. being dead and all the memory being wiped, he's just nowhere is safe for him. He's, he's on his own now. Yes. I, I wouldn't tell in. someone I like a movie and thought it was good and then rated a five. Welcome to EFAP. That's laughable. Yeah. Fuck's sake. You clearly I, haven't I been paying attention. Really I wasn't not. as. So I wasn't you should see how many films have been be rated clear, a three. <laughs> I think this film is very good, but I also think this film is very bad. Um, <laughs> right? I, feel, I, I feel like every time that, that if any of us, because we might have said it, that it was good. We probably were just saying characters specifically, not overall. Yeah. No, like we, we well, got like, the I, I think, I think like I'm happy to on. say that this film is good because to me, characters are like very Character is the most, most important part for sure. I, I guess and I a lot of this, wanna... a lot of the stuff is also very meaningful and the, it's just the plot and the world building that is a pretty broken. And no, the plot isn't even broken throughout. The premise is like, it, it forces the premise with broken shit, but 
yeah, the stuff that works within the premise is fine. Well, it's not. It's not just fine. It's it's good. It's just um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess the problem is that I don't want to like plot matters. <laughs> it's uh, I would prefer. I, I would be happier if this film had a better plot. Um, yeah, yeah. And but, the ways I, in which the plot breaks break the fucking universe. Like that's but, the issue as well. But if if it's a good plot, I, I guess the problem is good plot, bad characters. I don't know what that looks like. Usually, if the plot is good, it means that the character work is good. Um, I guess I'm happy more so with No Way Home and the Suicide Squad. Like I can I can take that. Oh, okay dude, I, dude, I'd be happy um, if we just got these movies all the time. I, I'd be, yeah, it'd be fun yeah, to talk about. I was about to say that. Damn it. <laughs> I, think that's, I think that's kind of reflected really... in the score when you think about it, because like a 10 out of 10 character work and 1 out of 10 plot, that's that's a 5. Really I guess I wouldn't I, give I, it a 10 out of 10 in character work because of Doctor Strange. Well, um, to, I, think so to, I guess to clarify my score, it's that um, if the character's score is like is almost like an 11 out of 10 for the impress the good parts but then we get negative scores for doctor strange we got theme is doing great as far as i'm concerned yeah yes um especially in conjunction with the trilogy it's like fact that was that was this top scores as well but plot is like a mixed bag there's some horrendously bad stuff but then there's some stuff that is working it's like a weak really weak like lower end of the scale and then world building i feel like we're uh really bad rock bottom i guess yeah. the problem is yeah. the mcu was already fucked anyway in terms of like world building so it's like i guess just another one to add to the yeah no I, I think it is unique in how it's yeah. destroyed the world building so there's that um it's just that the mcu's world building is is some of the worst now ever yeah like for for any ip is there something that has worse build world building at this point than the mcu like it's just not nah, because star wars has better world building it doesn't break time <laughs> like <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> DCEU hasn't gotten there yet as far as the world building, right? Um, like it's... They haven't, well, Flash ran back in time somehow. Yeah, that's, that's what I'm thinking, but it's just like, <laughs> how does that scale to, like, the spell that erases... Yeah. And uh, yeah, Loki, and yeah. Endgame, Endgame just is completely and utterly dysfunctional um, in terms of world building. Uh, there's some people no, so not... confused about, I guess, the 5 out of 10 being average. It's like, yeah, we don't do the the like grading scores of like five is a fail we, you know also in australia yeah. five isn't a fail five is a pass why would we have why what what's the point of having like seven fucking degrees of failure and three degrees of success yeah i i that's it's not just, the system the system i'm willing i'm system. willing to clarify that's just not what we do that's not how we do it no i'm fine with people using that system i just it feels very pointless to me um, it well, just shows just, you how, how stupid ahead, the whole number thing is in, 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 in like overall because yeah. everyone like just uses different well, metrics. I, I don't think it's overall. stupid. It, 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 for people who are fans of EFAB, they know exactly what it means, where it sits. And it's, oh, yeah, it's yeah, yeah. I mean, just, when, when you look, look around the internet, like a lot of people just say, Yeah, there was an all right movie. Seven out of ten. It's like, huh? No, no, yeah, that's because um, I think that, that's what I mean. I, Maybe maybe you guys would disagree, but usually the way that it works for me is like one is catastrophic, breaks Brilliant. time or space. Mm. So what? I said you're all parroting Muller. I was the fifth oh, rating. You, the fifth one. Do you have but, but also <laughs> But uh, also <laughs> what about the story from uh, from yesterday though, after after Rags had seen the film? Well, I, oh yeah. I'm just, I just I, and they said like again I disagree. It's pretty simple. If someone tells me it's a five, it's an easy pass. It's like not in EFAP's world, man. Five is all like no, that means no. that there's a lot well, okay. that was achieved. And did you did you not hear okay. like what we were saying as well? Five. It's like oh, there's really fucking excellent stuff in this, 
but it's dragged down by some stuff that's really yeah, shit. I, like, I, I feel I like make they don't an infographic, I swear to God. I feel like a lot of that has been forgotten. That it's like, there were parts in this where we just like all agreed that that was bad. Like, Doctor Strange yeah. got no pushback. Yeah. Everybody agreed with that. Yes, everyone agreed with that. I don't see, I don't see how. Uh, like I, I don't see how like it's like if I only feel, I feel like people here just don't understand that nuance is a thing. Like, well, do, I do just, know that I there can think... be films that I've got have got loads of stuff in them that's really worth seeing, but also got trash in them as well. Like, I, I mm -hmm. think I just feel like it is a situation of there are a lot of people who will see the stuff that they like and then completely ignore the bad, especially in situations where yeah. like, the bad the bad seeps into the good, like it taints the good. Um, you can also have the opposite where like you can't appreciate anything that's just working because like you're still stuck on something that is yeah, a problem. We've sort of seen both in chat, haven't we? I think um, I think we got I think we get more of that in chat than the other one, but yeah. We do we do get people in chat who like have spotted one flaw and then like, aha, I've I I have now concluded <laughs> that the film is terrible and you guys are ignoring the flaw by saying good things about it. He's been getting a lot of that. Um, but I guess I guess maybe to clear it up, in terms of, like, the system, five basically means, like, as much good as bad. In, in, in like, very reductive, simplistic terms. Uh, you have to be yeah, a little reductive when you're... Than bad. You know, when you're summing up the quality of something to a number a between number. Yeah. one and ten, then it's not going to translate perfectly. It's just to be used as a general guideline. And yeah, I think and it's like... one that we're pretty darn consistent with. When uh, when I was getting ready to rate it, I was considering just like opting out and being like, "Yeah, I don't think a number rating is meaningful for this film, and I don't think it's meaningful for this film." Like, I know I was mean. considering though, just being like, "No, I'm not going to give this one a number. Like, it's a nine, but also it's a one." I mean, that's the that is what it, that's what is labeled on the tin. That's what those those scores do. If anybody got confused by that, that's on them because that's what they're supposed to be. Yeah. They're just summaries. Well, yeah. they're not meant to be taken as, like, the the most important part. It's the same as, like, when you watch a review for a video game. Number well, doesn't tell you much. It is funny to be like, what even... What does it mean? I wouldn't even... It's like, you just list to, what, eight hours of us giving you the context for our score? Like, come on. You... you, you yeah, a little <laughs> bit. I mean, you can go and watch... And you can go watch some video essayist ramble for ten minutes about bullshit nonsense and then slap an eight on it and you can feel like you're smart and fulfilled, or you can listen to us. It's a bad writing system. I don't know, man. Can you give us a better one? It's okay for the purpose. I was that, say, yeah, like, it, yeah, like, I feel like um, the only way to improve it is to make it more um, nuanced. Make I it, feel like, um, give well, it yeah, more so the nuance was the first right? eight hours, okay? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, yeah. Uh, yeah. I guess, I guess a, a system where we give it a number for character and a number for plot and a number, yeah, but even then, it's like, Oh, character? Well, like, I mean, the Spider-Man? Nine. Doctor Strange? Two. Yeah, I mean, you have to really um, break it down, like, the two. main character's journey, you're like, the main character's journey was really high in this one, but subsidiary characters like Doctor Strange were very, very low. Uh, the plot uh, that thrusts the story forward is really good, except for the fact that it completely destroys the world with magic. So you're like, how do you break that down to a way where you can you can both praise the good things and and criticize the bad things like it's it's really tough because like I, I i wasn't nearly as uh keen on the uh mcu spider-man films as you guys were for the most part 
uh, when I was walking into this one, and I was like, oh man, this is going to be the end game of of uh, the of the Spider-Man uh, trilogy. And at, uh, as of like the first half hour, I was pretty much thinking that I would pretty much hate the the film. But once Goblin turns and things start getting interesting, and then especially when they start interweaving and setting up all these great great uh, arcs for all the Spider-Man characters, it's like wow, this really it it broke its neck like i said broke its neck on the starting line but ran really hard to the finish like it did yeah third act, it neck. Third act yeah. was very good in terms of salvaging uh the premise and tapping it for all it's worth yeah absolutely. so it's rag seemed confused he thinks we like this movie lol i don't know you should look at that poll uh yeah the poll says you guys liked it that uh yeah, the poll says y'all liked it, and I would yeah. be surprised because I guess, I, I love this movie. Yeah, well, this is eight out of ten uh, for me and feels. Because usually, when something is like a five or above, it that's that's generally like a good thing. It means like, the good you, justifies, you, or at least equals or outweighs the bad. It's it, I feel the like good is worthwhile. Is definitely good. Um, it's just varying degrees of good. Like six is as as you know as as close to not being good as is possible and then like 10 if that exists is like this hypothetical uh, incredible near flawless I still movie. that's the one thing about your guys rating system that I disagree with is that 10 is like excluded for literal perfection that's like I'm happy with that personally that, well it's like that's okay so what you've Jay. done there is you've made a what you've done there is you've made a number in your rating system useless why not just have 10 no, it's not useless there is a hypothetical it is 10 not useless. out there Absolutely. No, no, no. no, there's a ten out of ten. It's it's Batwoman's suit. That's true. <laughs> as far as I'm concerned, ten should just be, um, like the top dollar, like top, you know, zero point one percent, but not necessarily perfection. You can round it up if this, you want to say that, but it wouldn't be a ten. <laughs> well, yeah. So, so I think that I think that if I think that yeah, basically ten should be rounding. Rounding up anything that is above a nine point five. You're welcome to do nah, that, but it wouldn't 10. be a true ten at that uh, point, would it? Yeah, you're a pretender. Uh, but Jay, <laughs> let me ask you this: Can you have can you have a zero out of ten? Yeah, well, you've not seen Flux. <laughs> the closest um, you can get. I'm scared. Oh, no. can, can <laughs> but, but do you think? Do you actually think you could have a zero out of ten? Yes, I don't think yeah. so. I don't I think, think you're gonna ever get a zero out of ten. Yeah, like, like, I think things screen. that are zero out of ten are like a toaster. You're like, huh? Well, you go, well, yeah, yeah, it's, it's just not a film. Movie. It's not a story. Let's put it this way: Bob walked to the Fuck store. He guys. had no legs, which is my go-to example of just like broken storytelling. I don't think that's a zero. Yeah, there's still something in there. This... It's, it's still there is still. <laughs> I don't know how you get there is Bob. Yeah, how do you get between zero and one? If one is breaking like space, time, and logic. Then how do you go? Zero, oh, how does how um, can you go worse? So than that? flux breaks space time and logic, and then while it's doing it, yeah, it barely one. even resembles a fucking story. It's uh, a like it's just, it's so just to, a to series fair, of Jay, scenes that sort of happen to it isn't exist. Too dissimilar from the Infinity Tisms. We've been through it with that. The same thing, really. It's, yeah, it's more fun with Infinity Tisms though, because it's all superheroes. It's just, it's just thing. Incoherent screaming is a zero out of ten. <laughs> I feel like that's even a one because I still understand the notion. Of <laughs> this progression I there. Still, I, I know what screaming <laughs> is. Uh, well, because somebody said like zero out of ten for a video game would be like unplayable. It's like yeah, basically like yeah. as soon as I put the disc in, my console explodes. That's like a zero <laughs> out of ten. But I don't know what that looks like as a film. Um, or yeah, a if a film is a story. Um... 
I think that a zero would be something that simply isn't a story. Yeah, it is a sequence. Because if, if a one would have to is... be the bare minimum for what something is to technically constitute a series of events, right? Yeah, but I, I think so. Um, it just it's just like the bare minimum definition wise. Like it technic this is technically a story. One out of ten. Well, and that's why you know ten being a hard one to reach is why if if Efap says something's like an eight, it's like you're probably dealing with something that's pretty fucking good. At least I try to reserve times. eight and above to be more exclusive. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. A, that's a nice happy <laughs> club where everything is great. Like Misfits series two episode one. Also um, the... maybe yeah. I yeah maybe. Um. Go ahead. <laughs> just the, lost so much respect for you guys shilling at this point. I would be surprised if you guys rewatch Lost Jedi and start clapping your hands like you are with this film. Just reminds me of The Last of Us 2 I... when the guy in my chat Man. was like, I've lost so much respect for you criticizing The Last of Us 2. How could you? Why, why, does, it, <laughs> why does it have to be so disingenuous? It's like, oh, now you're shills because you like this one. Why I so bet you're going to love yeah, like we I, talked for eight hours about the movie. We talked about this movie. Find on, someone else who at bring, least cared enough to talk about find, it for eight hours. Find the flaws that we missed. Go on, do it. Um, yeah, I mean, go for it. Um, I mean, I'm sorry cause, cause that what I'm, we like, yeah, just find the flaws that we missed. Because when you, when you, without citing flaws, when you say I've lost respect for you guys because you said this, what I'm hearing is I ir irrationally hate this movie so much. That you what? that you just seeing like the events that happen in it. It also feels weird to be so like me deeply, like so aggressive about it when I gave it a five. And <laughs> I guess also just keeping in mind, like, oh yeah, MCU shills coming from the group that has been hypercritical of like basically every I even, MCU thing. I've seen last Hawkeye. Few I don't care. I didn't see a turtles because I didn't no. care anymore. Just. We don't even have to branch out from this movie. We're glad that Peter is away from all of those fuckers yeah. in the MCU right now. <laughs> yeah. Yep. <laughs> right? We're glad he glad. escaped. He Get might be there, safe. Pete. Never look back. Because that, that whole mind eraser thing is basically as a backdoor reboot in case the contracts don't get renewed and they can still use that version of Spider-Man um, independent of the MCU because no one remembers who the fuck he is. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, I, yeah. Spider-Man No Way Home, we did it. Yeah, in fairness, you guys have no up all of Spider-Man in the MCU. Yeah, it's good. In fairness, you guys have eaten up all of the Spider-Man in the MCU. I'm pretty, I, I think Far From Home is like a four. Yeah. I think that's what it was concluded on, so. Yeah, that's not exactly, yeah. yeah. Like like the, that, character, yeah. the character writing is excellent in all of these films. The plot is garbage in, two, in one and a half of them. Um, yeah, I, yeah, I don't know what I meant to do with that. Like, it just doesn't. Yeah, are you um, just are you just mad because Uncle Ben is not in it? Like, <laughs> what was? I mean, like arguments, man. Give us right? arguments. Give us Please. arguments. Please, you have enough characters in your chat thingy to give an argument. Well, so or at like least we, start off with we one. we ate them up. It's like you understand our perspective is that a lot of people very much harshly hate these films unfairly. Like, we'll just do the opposite of what you said, basically. Like what? What is the opposite of eating it all up? It's like you just poop all over it. There is there is a a spectrum here, you know. Like it's not it's not all great or shit. Well, just like if it's a waste of chat to just be like you guys are biased. It's like okay, you're biased. Next. Yeah, like, that's not 
productive. All you're doing is being inflammatory at that point. Yeah. Argued for Far From Home last time. I did, because I think that film was overhated. That doesn't mean that I think well, that Well, yeah, specifically, great. we said it's better than Winter Soldier, which was one of Winter the most Soldier. unpopular things you could say on the internet, and we managed yep. to fucking successfully argue that, I think, anyway. I, I think so. I am, I am thoroughly confident that the Winter Soldier is bad. <laughs> like that's As not... the moderator for that debate, I can confirm that it does seem that uh, Far From Home definitely turned out to be better than Winter Soldier. Winter Soldier they... falls apart at practically every level upon examination. I, I don't know if they're talking to us or the people in chat, but I'm just I enjoying the person who said, Cry more Kumi. Cry more Kumi. Kumi. I enjoyed the alliteration there. That was that was lovely. Well, that's, I found that funny with like when we were having arguments in the earlier parts of this, and someone was like, "Wow, coping," and I was just like, "Which side? Who are we talking about? I can't tell." Yeah. <laughs> are you just uh, describing uh, your experience right now? Just like, man, coping with this. Man, I am coping. Yeah. <laughs> I'm really still, coping. Oh, what a useful! Still, Winter Soldier is way more fun. Thanks. That's really helpful. I, Oh, what yes, you, what you're saying there is, I enjoyed it more, which is cool. That's allowed. Well done. But that's all you've said. I shall allow. I enjoyed I... Far From Home way more than Winter Soldier. Oh, see now they'll be like Night Lion. Oh boy. Because In fact, I, you know, I enjoyed Far From home. home way more than Homecoming, even though I think Homecoming well, is the far superior film. Now that. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, Homecoming is because you might have deduced from the number scores. Homecoming is the strongest as a as a story overall. I think um, I liked No Way Home the most, though. Yeah, I, I like, like No Way Home, Home the most out of the three. I think I like No yeah, Way yeah, Home yeah. the most. Mm -hmm. um, but Homecoming is the stronger overall movie because it's it's got like a yeah. pretty sound plot. Yeah, to be fair, I just I like, like when no they misspell it as coop. Honestly, though, I think it's just, sorry. I like No Way Home more than a lot of movies that are better than it. Yeah. I think it's just the without the other Spider-Man, I would like Far From Home more, but uh, the other Spider-Man push it to the top for me. It's a lot like the Star Wars trilogy, actually, because like Star Wars, the original is by far the most like coherent, uh, close to airtight plot of them of the three, but and stands alone the best. But like the payoffs in Return of the Jedi, by despite far. it being, but Return of the Jedi probably being the easily the most flawed film in the, in the trilogy. Do you mean Empire is the Those most payoffs. sound plot? Um. I mean, I, I like Empire the most, but I would say Star, War, Star Wars, the original, keeps it simple, keeps it uh, yeah. air, airtight. Quick, like, I think A New Hope the most, does well. Uh, I'm not sure. I can't remember. It might. It might Jay, be. I'm making yeah. a new film where I jangle car keys, your favorite type of thing. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> anyway, my, my point was that despite oh, being, he's the guy we left really, really stupid stuff in Return of the Jedi, it has that like amazing throne room scene and payoffs that make the whole trilogy amazing. So it's like, despite it being one of the more, the flawed, the most flawed of the three, it's got the best payoffs. Um, so, someone said when, when Far From Home released, you guys said it was possibly better than Homecoming. You guys are going to turn around on this movie too. It's like, maybe. We might, yeah. Well, we maybe. We've done the best we can to get all the arguments. We've been watching chat for them as well. We've had people well, who, we've had many disagreements. It's like, until we find more things, like Endgame, I think the original rating we gave it, was it three? I think it might have been a three or a four. It's, it's, trust me, chat, it. it's gone down since then. <laughs> it has gone down. Oh, oh, oh one, one, are we looking at one, two territory now? I feel like it's... <sighs> 
Man, like, it probably is a one. I think it is <laughs> like, a one, yeah. I don't, I don't know how it can with all of the time travel stuff. It's utterly broken. Um, and the, the characters are all compromised. Thanos destroyed the stones, and they broke the timeline with Captain Marvel. And I don't know if that's when the MCU broke, but they certainly fiddled with the timeline with Captain Marvel. You know, they did do that. Well, t Captain Marvel was more of like a thing of, hmm, does she really slot in here? Does she? I feel like well, they, they told me that she existed, but she didn't. They change um, the, how it was Captain Marvel and the events of Captain Marvel that let humans oh, know. Oh, true, the Avengers the named after when her. When it used to be yeah. Thor. They, did, yeah. they fiddled with that. That's yeah, true, they did, but I guess that's that less than time and space. That's yeah, more like it's not a huge shit. break. Yeah, but it's still like, oh, what are you doing? Stop. Stop retconning to make her special. She sucks. Um, I guess I'll end the poll. Feels like it's been long enough. Oh boy. Or what do you give Spundo? What do you give yes. Spundo No Way Home? And looks like Spundo. the chat have spoken. The chat have, on average, I'd say rated it higher than we have. Well, five yeah. to six is the most popular, and then seven to eight is the next one. That's oh, god saying. damn, maybe it was just a loud minority this time around. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, and I guess seven to eight would also it does seem that way as well. Which further yeah, that closer matches allowed. what I have seen of the discourse of this film. Yes, uh, people love this film, and it didn't surprise me that they would because of like it's not just about having Ramian Web Spider Man's in there; it's that they were handled with care very well. And this was this other... was a love letter to the trilogies. It was a respectful send off to the characters. It was handled very well, and it should be used as a model to it to emulate in a way. Hopefully, like we'll the, get that. But uh, they they made their right, respective um, uh, franchises better to this film. I which am is really impressive. Exhausted, and I would like to hop out here, gang. Jay, do you want oh, to mention what you? you do in your flimmy flams and where everyone can find your glorms? Um, what I do in my flimmy flams is private. Oh well, that's up to you. I, I offer it to everyone. What about your glorms? Oh, my glorms? Uh, I make YouTube videos. Ah, gay. Uh, uh, you guys know what I do. I'm working on a video about Hassan. You guys, you guys will eat that <gasps> up. Yay. Love that shit. Yes. We'll watch it live and leave. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Anyway, it's, it's been real, real fun, fun, fun. It's been fun. real, bro. Gay. Gay. <laughs> my boy. Oh. Well, I, so I was gonna say like anyone else wanted, like, but we're actually gonna we're gonna stop around here. It makes the most sense. Uh, oh, okay. I got gotcha. you. You got eight hours of us dancing for you, right? Yeah. Were and, you and, eight hours of a uh... and shouting at them. Don't forget. <laughs> Not true, I, yeah. in retrospect, too, I am glad. I think we were on a call when I did it, Mahler, Um When I reserved the ticket for this movie, I went to a ten fifteen p.m. showing of this. Uh -huh. So I got back today uh, from seeing it. I got perfect seat, best seat in the house. I was the first one to reserve a spot. And when I went to that theater, it was packed. Oh, this film's going to make tons of money. Yeah, it will, well, and, and I'm assuming all of our audiences, they were making noises. There were, were, were noises all over the place. Yeah. That to me is yeah, like, yeah, oh, we got some emotion coming out here. Word of mouth advertising, ho. Yeah, even here <laughs> yeah, in German land, the... they normally don't do any noises while the movie is going, but in this one, it's like, ooh, ah. Mm. Yeah, I forgot, I forgot how much like <laughs> audience reaction can be a thing with a movie where people clap, people react, people cheer, like, 
definitely a crowd pleaser. So I see this doing really well. I am really a lot here. Um, and I wasn't like, upset when everyone clapped around me. Uh, I generally don't care too much for that in movie theater settings, but there was a part of me that was like, I'm, I'm really well, glad that people seem to like this and they're clapping at like when Daredevil showed up and there was, you know, there was some clapping. People, like, people were like, Oh wow. Ooh, uh, and I was like, Hey, you know, I'm, I'm glad people, you know, see that and recognize it. And I like it. You know, Garfield shows up. Everyone's like, woohoo. Yeah. All right. I don't know. It's just kind of felt good to get that kind of cheering at that Damn. sort of thing. SK right, in chat just... saying he cried a few times watching it. Look at that. I'm not going to lie. Soul. I got teary eyed through I a got, lot of it. I, I, uh, Aunt May got me. It was the Spider-Man that got me, man. I might Just have having them all there together. Here and there, fluids that you know, pipes were broken <laughs> in some way. I guess need maintenance. I was, I was, you to get that that spider yeah. I was just gonna say though, Rags, you reminded me of uh, you know how like, because there's always someone who's at the movies and they talk. Um, you, you know how like when you go to movies, there's there's usually that guy who it feels like everything that they say the the. The subtext is, hey, I know a lot about like how this movie was made and the meta. There was a guy sitting next to me who kept making observations about the meta. I'm like, oh, so I guess that confirms that like, you know, Daredevil is now canon in the MCU. Um I got like, very Yes, thank you. To, We're looking at I, him. Go away. I, I got <laughs> very up. close to getting mad at that guy. He he got quieter later on, which was good, but my god. Yeah. Just reminded me of the shitty aspects of going to the movies. Like, yeah. Yeah. I, next you I really, I like the movies, but man, I really like being home with my stuff and my food and my bathroom and my pause button and my <laughs> no distractions. It's really nice to have those things. It is I'm like friends who know when to shut too. the fuck up instead of people who be like, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm, a, I'm sitting there in my chair. And I got I like I can't drink a soda in the theater because I'm like I'll have to I'll just have to pee. I I, I got a weird stuff. I got a weird uh, showing. I had so much going on on Friday um, that I end up getting like a, the the earliest matinee showing around at 10:20 a.m. and I and I was that like okay early. I don't I don't want anybody around me so I got the very very back row uh, with like two or four like four unoccupied uh, disabled seats around me. I'm like okay. Nobody's going to be around me. I'm not going to hear any chewing. A little bit far away from the screen, but it actually paid off really well. I could get, I could relax. I had one of those like, you know, recliners. And I was just like, okay, this is pretty close to being at home. Can't pause, whatever. But, you know, it's good. It was actually pretty fun. But for me, it's always interesting because I, I have to look for the original versions. So I get the English speaking stuff, you know. Because most of the. Dub. Yeah. Is that how theaters are over there? They offer English-speaking movies. Yeah, there's like uh, a couple of showings in the week where they have like the OV version, uh, and then have to look out for those. So those are mostly not okay. super full. I didn't. But know this that. one was like half full, even like at the late screening I did. It was like oh, that's people want to see their movie. That's pretty interesting. Because normally these ones are. You shouldn't lost man, that World War, man. I, yeah, I guess all right. I'm just sitting there though. It's like when I watch foreign films, I want to watch them in their native language. I'm happy with yeah. subtitles. <clears throat> yeah, yeah, I. I most... It makes total sense that you do that. I guess I just never thought about um, it. Um, I guess I'm not sure because I, I feel like I've seen a movie in theaters before that had subtitles. I feel like I have, but maybe I haven't. I watched uh, Crouch and Tiger, Hidden Dragon in the theater like three times with subtitles. I loved it. It made right. it so much more genuine to have it them speaking Mandarin. 
I'll, yeah, I, I prefer it personally as well. I don't yeah. like the dub so much. Yeah. So. Yeah. Oh well, any any upcoming movies that you guys are interested in seeing or uh, uh, you know, that, that are on your radar to watch that you're interested in? I'm gonna mm. watch Sonic the Hedgehog too. <laughs> I'll see Idris Elba um, Knuckle. I'm gonna see Matrix Four, I guess, but not because I'm excited. Oh dude. right, right. It's like yeah, week, me it? too. No, this it's for, Shit, it's for it's for work. Is that that's coming out on uh, HBO though? So we can we can uh, we can watch it digitally, right? I think so. Yes, it is on HBO. Yeah. right. I don't okay. care about okay. seeing that in theaters at all. <laughs> no, me neither. <laughs> I'm a big, I'm a really, really big Matrix fan. Oh, the Batman, I, I, of course. Yeah. I'm looking oh, forward Batman. to that. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's Morbius, Batman. I would like to see the Batman. I would like to see that. Uh, let me see. It's a shame Jay is gone. <laughs> 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 I wish Jay wasn't gone. <laughs> I, I requested that one from the Discord, and they did not disappoint. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> Maybe... Maybe, maybe Thor: Love and Thunder. Thunder could be could could be fun. I, I guess I'm looking forward to that. Um, yeah. Also, Mission oh, yeah. Impossible oh, Guardians is out Three. Next year. Yeah. yeah. Mission, Mission Impossible, Impossible Seven is finally coming out. Anything else that's not superheroes? God, <laughs> superheroes uh, are like so much hmm. everywhere. Uh, I'm sure know, that there yeah. is something that's coming out, but I can't think of it right now. Moonfall. Oh, it's is that next year? I think it is early next year. Like yeah, February. excited for Moonfall, Roland Emmerich. Well, my dad is. He wants to go see it, and we yeah, like those popcorn year. crunchy, funzy theater movies where it's just all awful. So <laughs> yeah, we, you know, we we like it. Well, so because oh, oh. uh, I think the last film that Roland Emmerich made was about Midway, and that was independently financed, and it was a movie hmm. he wanted to do for a long time. And I hear that it ain't bad, uh, and that like compared to other Roland Emmerich films, it actually is not bad at all. Interesting. Didn't he do uh, the Patriot, or was that... he did the Patriot? Remember that, that was one of the good. things when we watched that film where I'm like, I struggled to get over it for a while. <laughs> <clears throat> That's a good movie. I like it. I think it is a good movie, actually. I don't know why I said it like that. I think that movie <laughs> well, you, well, you can you do both. I liked it, and it was a good movie. Independence Day is one of the stupidest movies ever, but I love it. <laughs> I like Independence Day a lot too. Yeah, um, I think I think so. Yeah, but the fact that they beat the aliens by using a flash drive on an <laughs> alien they, computer, they hack the aliens with a MacBook. Yep, that that feels like one of the earlier examples of online discourse about plot holes. Like it feels like one of those movies where technology is kind of entering into plots in its own particular way, and it's just. You get this a lot in the 80s with hacking, yeah. right? You can just hack anything. You know, communicate. It's just, it's just what it, computers can just sort of solve whatever. It's fine. Just just hack the thing. Do it. Boop, 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 boom. We hacked. We're in. Access the mainframe. My favorite uh, fact about that movie is that they actually got a technical consultant on there, uh, Christopher <laughs> Weaver, who was the founder of Bethesda Softworks. <laughs> For Independence oh. Day. <laughs> yeah, for Independence Day. Yeah. And they actually okay. based... Uh, they based... Um, what's his name? Uh, the the guy, the hacker guy, Jeffrey Goldblum's character. Oh, they based him on Jeffrey Weaver. Sorry, uh, Christopher Weaver. Okay. So yeah, but it, I don't know what kind of consulting he did or what they listened to because that movie does not have any sort of sense of computer technologies and what they're 
what they're capable of. It feels like the common thing where it's like they got the consultant and then they're like, yeah, but we want to tell their story. So, <laughs> sorry. Yeah. yeah, it's like, we know it's what, like, what uh, computers are now, but we don't want to do this because it's fucking awesome. Yeah. <laughs> like a lore advisor for a Star Wars film. It's like, yeah, a bit. Yeah. I don't even know why. You're here to say that we had you. Yeah, it's pretty funny. Well, fun times. Um, should we do should we do exits for everybody then? Seems like the thing I to do. You know what? Well, I think we can do that. All right. Well, you know, let's start with uh, we'll just go left to right. I figured, but excluding the people who are here all the time, because you know <laughs> we've talked more than enough. You know how. Wow. Doctor Skipper, you've been you've been on EFAP now for eight hours and twenty minutes. How's it feel? Dang, these things doesn't even really feel like it. Wow. Oh my gosh, I my window. It's dark outside. Holy shit. Yep. We'll do that. Uh, it's it's been fun chatting with you. Maybe uh maybe we'll chat again sometime on a different topic or something. Cause I, I, I know there's a lot of yeah, people I, here. Yeah, I apologize. I didn't speak too much. Um, it's just everyone was already saying what I was thinking, so I was just. It was crowded for your first one. Yeah, that's yeah. A, that's a okay. That's a okay. Always. Yeah. What are you working but, on though? Yeah. What are you up to? Yeah. Why should just people subscribe to your disgusting channel? Um. Uh, I'm pretty much up to nothing. I just got on. I'm I'm a college student, so it's winter break. Yeah. Like second day, so I'm just yeah. I got to start something. Wow, you really sold yourself. Wow, I, I can't tell anybody <laughs> wouldn't subscribe. It's just incredible. Uh, well, yeah, I, got, I got nothing in the works so far. I guess I should. Well, I should future, probably future icebergs so. maybe or. Definitely not. Oh. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> Probably not. Um. What about um? How's how is Back for Blood and Halo still games you don't like? Oh, definitely. Oh no. Okay, that is true. I'm gonna make a Halo video. That's something I want to do on the campaign. Or? Oh, by the way, I yeah, I the played campaign. the Back for Blood update. The game's a whole lot better now. What are they adding? Well, they updated a whole bunch of stuff. Um. For the difficulty and a lot of balance changes, a lot of uh, bug fixes that were screwing around with the difficulty. Um, I was, our, our, my friends and I, we were just, we just gave up on it until it was patched and that patch came out the other day and we played it and we liked it quite a bit. We were having fun. Yeah, that's right. been my biggest complaint about that game. You either breeze through fights or they just completely crush you. The Definitely the... worth a look at now that it's been yeah. uh, updated because yeah. they took a lot of the, complaints to heart and they fixed a lot of specific uh specific problems uh so i would i would highly recommend it i would i recommended it at first and then we saw what the issues were and then i kind of withdrew that recommendation based on that and so now that that's been resolved i i will now re-recommend back for blood it's a great co-op game mm, not great it is it is definitely a worthwhile co-op game that is fun to play with your friends We'll get ready to change your score again because they just got bought out by ten cents. So, <laughs> yeah, I'm sure they'll try to monitor. Yeah, we go again. Yes. Well, alrighty then. Uh, Indigo Gaben, what are you up to? Why should people subscribe? Uh, well, I just released um a video. I've spent I estimated fourteen hundred hours on uh, oh, like damn. just 
shitload of writing, research, uh, editing, whatnot. Uh, Two-hour, 15-minute, um, third uh, episode of my ongoing cyberpunk uh, genre documentary. This one's focused on kind of wrapping up the 90s. I talk about so many things. Uh, I can't list them all here, but basically, if you like the Matrix, you know, existence, hacking culture, VR, the revolution of the 90s, uh, Strange Days, uh, Virtuosity, Virtual Boy, um, Cyberpunk-themed uh, music, Gattaca, uh, and Flux, Batman Beyond, Marvel 29. We get it. You watch movies. Um, yeah, literally. <laughs> like, I, I, ha I have, like, I'm probably covering, like, 30 to 40 different media in, in this two-hour-plus video. So it's, like, it's basically like a documentary movie. Um, so, yeah, all sorts of things. Books, comics, movies, uh, TV mm. shows, animation, anime, all that kind of stuff. So, like, if you like kind of cyberpunk genre stuff, I recommend starting at part one, but I kind of wrote them all that they're not completely undigestible if you watch them out of order. So that's what I just finished, um, I think, last month. And now I'm doing something completely different, which I'm getting into uh, covering in a RPG developer for the Super Nintendo in the 90s. So, yeah, I, very, very different, I but remember, I, I need a break. Because I, what's that? Um, I remember very little about Existence, but I do remember the, the like meat gun, the flash gun or whatever. Yeah. Sounds weird. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, it's like a Cronenberg nightmare where yeah. like, uh, VR is like little fleshy pods made from, made from mutant frogs and like everybody uses an umbilical cord in the back of their spine to connect. Is this to a Hideo game. Kojima game? <laughs> no, but it, mm. uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's memorable, most memorable for it's like biotechnology. It's like super creepy and weird, but yeah, it's very memorable for that aspect. And for like simulation theory and stuff. But yeah, the last 20 minutes or so is basically all about The Matrix, uh, the original film, completely divorced from the sequels and everything that happened after the movie, just the movie. So if you like that, give it a watch. Otherwise, I'm doing something completely different next time, but it'll be fun, I'm sure. Sweet. All righty. Uh, meme repository. What are you up to? What's going on with you, bruh? Well, uh, I've. Uh, I've seemingly been dead to the world the last uh, couple of months uh, outside of a few shit posts on Twitter. And that's because I've been deep, deep into, um, well, it's actually been a lot of pre-production uh, for this uh, Mandalorian video that I've been working on for quite a bit now. I've been just putting some time aside to I'll get know it out. I making one of those. I, I'll have one out too eventually, I promise. Yeah. I'll be curious <laughs> to watch yours. There's a lot. There's a, there's a shocking amount to talk about with that, as oh, you're probably yeah. discovering. Oh god, yeah. Like this, this started off as just talking about the the issues with the stormtrooper aim, and it's blown up into like a ninety page script um, that not only that kind of uses the empire as a focal point, but then starts to branch off into other criticisms of the show. Um, so I'm going to be splitting that one into three parts because I begin by going over like how the empire performs in the original trilogy and kind of uh setting a like a benchmark there and then comparing and then I, in the next couple of parts i'll um i'll probably go over season one stormtrooper stuff in the second part and then the monster that is season two's stormtrooper shittery in um season uh, in in part three and uh, doing the whole, both have both seasons 
Yeah, uh, but only focusing on the empire. I'm, uh, I'm, I'm trying to try. Um, that's how I'm focusing it. Um, so I'm mainly focusing on that, and then sneaking in other criticisms um, along the way, and kind of using the empire as the ex- as an example of a much la- of much larger um, problems with the show. So at the moment, I'm uh, organizing my workstation so I can get them out relatively quickly without them dig around for clips and everything. Uh, but uh, yeah, it's uh, it's going to be a it's going to be an interesting one when I can find when it's finally um, all all said and done. So I'm, I'm looking forward to that. Um, so I'm hoping um, it's becoming increasingly not a possibility, but I'm hoping I can get the first part out by the end of the month. But uh, we will see because I've got a little bit of it edited. Um, but um, uh, it's 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 going to be touch and go if I do get it out. But uh, we'll see what happens. But yeah, that's what's going on now. Fair enough. Sounds good. Uh, Mattel, what are you doing? That's me, hello. Free. I don't know, I'm just ch- sitting here, chilling. Oh, you mean YouTube? Oh, right, yeah. Uh, uh, no, I'm, I'm actually, I'm, I'm on vacation now, which means I'll, I'll have a bunch of time to do stuff. Are uh, you gonna doing s- something or going someplace for your vacation? Or is it no, not at all? I'm having home vacation. Yeah, I'm just gonna Poland, be at home. maybe France, Paris. <laughs> no, maybe uh, uh, very fast. Uh, Blitz, if you will. Uh, anyway, uh, yeah, I'm gonna start with some 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 good old Gartic phone on on the on the Twitch on Monday. Yeet. That's a guns. A bunch of the masses gonna be there. That should be good fun. You know, drinks, stuff, things. Gonna be great. But also, I started a, a, a weekly thing, which is now called Metal's Forge. Uh, which is just me talking about a movie, or me and a guest talking about a movie. Uh, and that that's actually on the other channel that I don't think a lot of people know about yet. Uh, I, I think I can grab a link here. Uh, <coughs> yeah, th- th- there you go. That's the link to the other channel. That's, that's where I do the Metals Forge. Uh, I had to skip this one this week because work was a piece of shit and I had to watch the Spundo and had to prepare for that. So I was busy with that shit. So yeah, next week I'm going to do one. I'm not sure what I'm going to watch yet. I, I haven't even decided if I should watch something good or bad or possibly good or bad. We'll, we'll see. But that's, that's what I'm going to do in, in, the, in the future. Hopefully weekly. That's the idea. And also gonna get some some nice graphics soon, hopefully. I don't know how long that's gonna take, but yeah, that's that's basically it. And getting back into the John Wick video now that I have a bunch of time on my hands. Sweet. Um, I guess yeah. uh, Fringy Rags, do you want to talk about anything before? No. Uh... I, I, stuff will be out when it's out. I'm excited to get to work. I'm almost at the stage where I can make use of a bunch of new stuff, <clears throat> and you'll be glad when it's out, and I'll be glad to be using them. I got uh, got some new video coming out tomorrow. It's not Endgame, but it's something that I think is neat. I think you're gonna like it. <laughs> new video tomorrow. It's, it's go check it out. Sweet. Pog. Well, links to everybody you heard from tonight are in the description. Yeah. And uh, well, I hope everyone enjoyed. Thank you so much. We'll be dealing with the these the super chats from this stream will be the first. Now that we we tackle on probably Wednesday, I can't remember what the plan right now is because I was thinking that 
Originally, we were going to put out an episode on Wednesday because we were doing one that Saturday, but then I remembered Christmas as a thing. I often forget <laughs> it as a as a nightmare creature. So now I'm yeah. like, wait, when should we put that? Because we probably shouldn't premiere an EFAB on Christmas Day. That would be bad for a lot of people to be able to watch it premiere, right? I or, won't be watching it. So I'm, so I'm assuming that. Premier. So should it be Wednesday then? Probably. I think I think idea. that'll work. Well, it'll have to be the Christmas wed. It'll it'll be the Christmas Eve app now. And uh, if you guys were annoyed at us tonight, oh boy, <laughs> it's gonna be great. <laughs> um, Stay tuned. Yeah. Fuckers. Um, and Boom. we will get uh, we'll, we'll get all the super chats answered. So thank you for joining us. Thank you for for hanging out and for the donations, and we'll uh, we'll see you next time, I suppose. Good night. Bye bye. Good bye, everybody. <laughs>